I'll, I'll give you I'll give you as many more guesses as you want, and then I'll reveal it when you say I don't know. Get a redo. I, I think I might be able to I might be able to guess it. Star Wars Episode Two. It's it's uh, actually it stars Natalie Portman. The film I'm referencing. Oh, um, V for Vendetta. Nope. Um, it's a role uh, that I believe started her career up. Professional? Oh, um, yeah, professional. Leon. Leon. That's so long. Jean That's Renaud. the movie. When I when I said Boondock Saints, I was actually ref- I I was thinking of the professional, but I said Boondock. That's Saints. what I say whenever I'm wrong too. <laughs> I was actually thinking about Boondog Saints, <laughs> but I was. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was thinking about Boondog Saints. My bad. Oh, fucking stupid, lame YouTube. Okay, should be public now. Let's see how many people this doesn't notify. That's an ongoing. Yeah. Um, what's funny about Leon the Professional is that I think about. Jean Reno, and I'm like, what do I, what do I know him from? I'm like, oh, of course, Godzilla. <laughs> he was in Godzilla. Yeah, it's like the best part of that movie, I think. I want to see that movie yeah, again, but I think we're gonna have to do EFAP movies for it because holy shit, like, I don't remember enough of it at all. I only have pieces and fragments. I remember there's a fisherman, and Godzilla takes his bait, and he's like, oh my goodness, I, I think at some point. Yeah. What else is there? Um. A guy gets ah. stood on, but it's between Godzilla's toes, and thus he survives. Yeah. I remember that happening. What's the voice for most is like that guy? Actually, Hank Zakaria. Hank Azaria, yeah, he's the one who does loads of voices in Simpsons. In fact, there's loads of people who do yeah. voices in Simpsons in that movie for some reason. The voice of Bart Simpson and uh, like oh, Mr. Burns yeah, and stuff are in it randomly. Um, it's such a weird movie. Mm. How is it? it? Hello, chat. How you doing? Press one for hello. That's that's normal, right? You wouldn't have them say hello. You'd, you'd say press one for hello. That's what normal yeah, YouTubers do. That's what they do on the internet. Yeah, I knew it. Just making sure I'm cool. Gotta make sure. Hmm. Um. Yeah. See, they're they're pressing one. Some of them said I saw two. two there. What does that mean? Oh, goodbye. I think it means goodbye. But yeah. We only just got here. What the fuck. Our audio levels nice. complain huh. if. Audio levels yeah, are not me, perfect. Yeah, say Hello, something chat. in the chat. Let us know. Give us a a holler. A hauler. Because according to OBS, I'm about as loud as rags. Theo, say I went down the street. I went down the street. You're a little bit quieter than me and rags? I'll just boost you a little bit. Okay. According to OBS. Now, Anomaly Inc., say Star Wars sucks. Uh, Star Wars sucks. Apparently, I need to boost you a bit. Why would you say that? Star Wars is so good. Oh. Oh, it isn't. No. It's mighted. That <laughs> is. And it used to be good. Did you guys see the whole? Um, I don't know how true this is, but uh, the Disney might be bought out by China or Tencent. <laughs> like ah, uh, there's no way. What? Uh, like because uh, a lot of people, there was different articles talking about it, and I was just like, is this a troll? Like this can't be real, right? Could you imagine? Uh... <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, uh, Star Wars is the big gay. Star Wars is a movie about space wizards meant for gamers. Agreed. Um, Baller sounds like the name of Baller's only fans. Oh, okay. I think that makes sense. 
Um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't know much about it or anything, I'm not gonna <laughs> make any claims either way. Um, but, uh, yeah, welcome to good old EFAP episode 8-8. That's how far we've come. Double eights. What are they called, two fat ladies? That's what they say in, uh, uh in bingo. Two fat ladies. Legs 11. What are some bingo ones you remember, guys? Um... Like, bingo... How the announcers would like, read them out to sound cool. They'd be like, and the next number is, uh, two fat ladies, 88, 88, two fat ladies. Like, you say remember as if we should know this. Yeah. yeah. I didn't don't everyone, have a lot of memories. Didn't everyone play bingo cool. in their past <laughs> lives when they were really old? No. Oh. No, not me. No. Two little ducks. See, yeah. there's people in chat who get it. There's some boomers in chat who <laughs> play bingo. <laughs> I like the idea that some people in chat, the old folks home, who listen to EFAP every weekend. <laughs> They're like, I play bingo. EFAP song, yeah. Hello, all my N-words. I don't think that's one. I don't I don't know about... I don't know which e number. please. I don't think they say that either. E-words? They do. I don't think they say that in bingo. Bingo for the win. Well, it's bingo, but with, like... Slang terms, offensive slang for races. Jaja ruined grandma. Wait, Rags, are you Jaja? No, I bet George Jar could wreck some grandmas. Yeah, that's probably very, very true, actually. Um, by accident though, because he's very clumsy. He was banished because he was clumsy. That is true, actually. Yeah, we don't really know more of, uh, on that in terms of context, but that's what they said. You were banished because Thank you were clumsy. Apparently he crashed his boss's, uh, or the a big boss man's uh, vehicle or something. Uh, he mentions it passively. Oh. He's off into a world of, world of trouble. Rags, you'll appreciate this meme. Newsler, help me. <laughs> I remember you kicked him off. It's like... Why? You'll only know about this Millhouse abuse if you watch the last Super Chat catch-up. Oh, uh, that was a good catch-up, too. Some lore was added, thanks to Simpsons Hit and Run. We somehow managed to get through a fair amount of Super Chats. Quite a significant amount, actually. Uh, it's just that they were all for the, um, the Cosmonaut stream, which apparently a lot of people sent in Super Chats for that one, but I, I'm, I'm assuming it's because that one was ten hours of watching videos. They had plenty of time to do it. Had a half a day, basically. Which, of course, uh, you've seen his video, haven't you, Anomaly? What do you think of them? Mm. <laughs> we were shocked, I... uh, even though we thought he was terrible already. We were like, wow, this video's really bad. Uh, yeah, that was, those were five videos I did not enjoy making. But, um, yeah, he's uh, bad. <laughs> and he said, do, do you know about this? He said it's his best video. Uh, it's I, really I, bad. Yeah, you brought that to my attention, actually. <laughs> that comment by itself is kind of just as sad as the films in its own way. The fact that he thinks that they're his best. Well, they're terrible. Yeah, well... Maybe his metric for what makes a good video is simply how many views it gets, because he was very happy with the view count. 
Well, See, maybe he's as good at reviewing movies as he is at his own videos. I don't know. Well, I was going to say, I'm confused. Isn't that the same thing? His videos will be we'll as say, good yeah. as he can review. He has decent production value. He has really good production value, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I'd agree with um, that. Sure. Better than mine. Decent, uh, mine decent enough editing, HD clips, and, uh, you know, he delivers jokes. Not all are funny, but, you know. I just wish he was more accurate, that's all. <sighs> hmm. So anyway, how is everybody? Well, I'm okay. I'm alright. Things are fine. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, well, we got two returning guests yeah. today, so there's no point in being all flashy about introducing them. It's just your, your friendly neighborhood anomaly and Theo. How do you guys do? Oh, 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 all right. Not bad. Hello, uh, Theo. What's up? Um, see, and I'm going to do the thing that they often do on shows, where they just completely ignore the question that you just asked because they'll just treat it as a pleasantry, and instead yeah. I'm going to be like, and also rags. I have to do you separately, rags. You're very important. Yay. And see, I, I'm going to say, how are you? And then you don't have to answer because it's just a pleasantry. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it rained today. Oh. There. It didn't. Wait, why would you lie on live television? I don't know. I had all the options in the world to choose from, and I chose a blatant lie. Fucking <laughs> You're setting a bad precedent for EFAP. We can't have us lying about weather. Well, I, was, I was honest in the end. That's true, you came through. Um, where, I, where I said, not really. That was a really good character arc, actually. Yeah. You get to appear as a force ghost at the end of episode 6 now. I'd hope so. Well, that's better than being alive. <laughs> yes. What were they all doing in the sequel? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Obi-Wan's Obi gonna help, and the, the Yoda's like, no, no. Once Rey requires us, that's when. That's when we'll all come together and help her. That's it. Move a mountain, she can. More rocks than I can move at once. I you think so? Once Palpatine turned up, Anakin's Force Ghost was like, What? No. Christ. <laughs> when did that happen? Like, he turns up to Palpatine, like, I thought you died. He's like, Yeah, I know you did. You prick. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a me to do the thinking, but apparently, I mean, there I was. <laughs> He's trying to explain oh. it to Anakin, like, Yeah, I. so this is a clone body. And Anakin's like, What does that mean? He's like, Well, I, well, so, no way. It's my spirit, really, kind of. So, I was, you're going to have to talk to the boys, <laughs> you know, they, they, they organized this whole thing, there was a shower, it was, oh, it was, mm. like, but you the, could really but the whole spruce thing... up my evil Sith den if you, if you put some work into it. Like, all of the little cloney people on his planet, they all have blueprints and stuff of how it happened, and Anakin's like, I don't, I don't see how this makes sense, and he's like, you don't, well... We were really everybody hard. came. Everybody came to the shower. I mean, even though half of them were failed Snoke clones, they they were kind of downers, but they came. I'm still on the team that they ended up eating them. I think it makes the most sense. <laughs> These people are crazy inbred cannibals. They don't know which way is up, Rex. Quite literally. Are they? Yeah, are they all <laughs> weird... Like, well, that's the thing. They're all, they're all captains and stormtroopers and stuff on the actual Star Destroyers. You don't picture a Star Destroyer being rad by a bunch of crazy leprosy hobbit <laughs> things, robed, do you? Yeah, leprosy robed Sith worshippers. <laughs> they're all running around like, I don't know how to around. use this ship. <laughs> Which way's up? I don't know. How do you turn um, this thing off? The pride, this pride is microwave. like, pride is standing there like, Jesus Christ. Like, I think the, the compressor in the fridge is broken. I was oh, promised to flee. Not this. <laughs> 
I feel like we'd be better off with just one big ship that I'm in control of instead of all of these ships with fucking crazy inbred monkeys using them. I don't know, Palpatine. Palpatine's like, you just trust me. Just trust me. Uh, yeah, that that brings us nicely to the topic at hand, which is we're back to the prequels, gentlemen. I mentioned yeah. inbred Ugh. cannibal nice, monkeys. Smooth nice segue. Yep. That's, it just connects easily. Uh, so, we did a lot on Phantom Menace, and then we did one on all of the prequels, because you, uh, that's what happened with um, <clears throat> Cosmonauts video, if you can call it that. You know, it, it, That's what happened. And uh, now we're like, let's focus on Attack of the Clones for a bit, instead of bringing in those other two movies. And we've got two videos today that are going to tell us just how bad Attack of the Clones is. Now, will... Uh, Rags and I be defending or attacking? Who knows? It's going to be about the I, points that are yeah. raised. And, uh, of course, our, our guests reflect a certain dichotomy, if you will. Anomaly will likely be explaining and defending for the prequels, while Theo will likely be saying, hey, that's bad. Because he's very mean, and doesn't let mm. people have feelings. No. So, I feel like uh, the prequels are stupid. <gasps> well, no one challenged it, so it must be true. Yeah, I guess so. He's, he's just, he's just let, yet to be enlightened, that's all. We'll get him there. So yeah, these, there. Uh, these two videos will likely just be a vehicle for discussion, because everyone likes to talk mm. about the Steer Wars. At least that's what I've understood in these past years of my livitude. So, I don't really know which one we should do first, but um, we could leave it to chat, I suppose. Or, we or... could let fate decide. We could. Um, Remember that was the thing we did. So I suppose we'll just we'll we'll I'll lay it down. One is twenty five minutes. One is twenty one minutes. One is going to argue it's the worst Star Wars film. The other one is a review of it that could very well lead to that conclusion or not. And one of these videos is made by someone we all know. So, <gasps> Jesus, what of those facts make you want to? Um, which video would you like to to go after? I wonder. And before anyone gets think... excited, Plinket isn't either of these. Oh well, like me, <laughs> I taught so. a trick people. They might be like, oh, Plinket. <laughs> Do Plinket, you cowards! He's not on the current <laughs> roster. <laughs> there's two other videos. Well, it's, there's, that's a lot to cover. Maybe one of these days. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, review there's, there's, the there's one we know. New guy first. Damn it, chat. You can't give me both answers. I treat you as though you are one person. You're a very inconsistent character. One... The one we know, someone we know, all at once. I don't know if we can do that. Do the unfamiliar one. Alright, this is getting confusing. Theo, what would you rather? A person we know or a person we don't? Uh, person we know, I guess. Anomaly, what would you rather? Uh, shit. I watched them both <laughs> before we came on here. Um... They're both bad. <laughs> uh, probably, probably the 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 review one. Don't want to spoil the surprise. Um. Oh, the one that the one we know then, because by what because everyone knows who who one of these people is, you know. Yeah. Then the one we know. All right. Well, fresh. what I'll do right mm -hmm. without spoiling it until we hit play. I'm about to. That's that's how people will know who it is. They'll listen boy. to the intro and be like, "Oh boy," because uh, we had we, we all. It's funny that I say we all know this person. We've never actually covered them on Ufat before. <gasps> oh my goodness! But all of chat will know them. Chat has spoken. All right, is everyone ready to start covering a video? 
Yeah, I'm I'm ready. Oh boy, here Think we go. So. I'm ready. Here we go. Oh boy. <laughs> Chris Duckman. Oh. So when nice was this video him. made? When was what, what, what? Yeah. Oh. This video made. You know what? If you can check that, I will readjust the screen because once again, Watch Together has altered the way it looks. Because why June not? June 8th, 2015. Uh, he made like a prequel series, oh, sorry, a Star Wars series leading up to the release of, this is pre-TFA. So it's, yeah. It's, uh, he's pure. He's not even going to reference how the sequels are better. That's that's a good thing, right? Um, before we get yeah. started on this, so that's something <laughs> interesting to like, uh, point out so like my history with the prequels sorry i don't mean going for the t- i'll go for it uh, my history with the prequels is basically i grew up loving them and adored them i uh, didn't watch them for a long while uh got to the internet found chris and it was actually chris's reviews of the prequels all of them like phantom and sacrifice were interested that made me think lesser of them i never i never hated them i just saw these and was just like uh, yeah i guess they went um and yeah, that, that's what left that taste in my mouth until I went back and actually like properly reevaluated them. Um, uh, so yeah, just bear that in mind, Chad. That's the influence this particular video had on me firsthand. So yeah. You're the guy that is always referenced as defender of the prequels and you were inspired by the guy who fucking shits on them. How does it feel? How does it feel? How yeah, does it that's, feel? It's, that's... Okay. Um, also, <laughs> it was his review of Last Jedi that made me go into the bit of optimistic and optimistic for about five days before <laughs> I found out Ryan Johnson wrote the fucking thing, and then I just didn't believe it. I was like, I still remember, dude, when when I was watching all of the because you know I was big into watching reviews uh, for lots of films and loads of people were coming out with how the TLJ was good. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. I feel like an alien right now. And, uh, and I. I um, I'm curious what what Chris would say, which is not a sentence you hear me say often. Now that like after TFA's been out and we've had the sequels, and we, especially post the Rise of Skywalker, which no reviewers allowed to like, what he would go back and say about the prequels now. He's uh, I've always known him to be an ardent prequel hater, and I don't I'm not even say that as if he has no arguments because I'm gonna find out whether he has arguments soon. Um. But I can't, like, I've always known him to be someone, he was like, do you remember um, Anomaly when uh, when Red Light Media called him a prick? How he reacted? Uh, yeah, someone brought that to my attention. Um, <laughs> he's very influenced by Red Letter Media. Like, yeah. Basically, basically references them in his interview. Um, and he, uh, a lot of his points are echoed from there. He does make some of his own points as well. Uh, I won't take too much away from him. Um, Fuck, I had someone I was going to say, and I just fucking lost it. Sorry. Uh, yeah. It was all right. Um, I, yeah, I did shout. I thought it was kind of like, oh, that's a little bit awkward. Yeah, he took that, it but, um... super seriously. While if I had Rich Evans call me a prick, it would actually make me so f- excited. Like, the prospect alone. He noticed me. Yeah. <laughs> I, he noticed me. Internet superstar Rich Evans. Hollywood <laughs> actor Rich Evans. Like, it's, it's intense. And uh, yeah, he deleted the video, right? Or at least you can't find it from his channel or his sources. But it's he's like in a hotel room and he's like awkwardly explaining how upset he is. And, uh, yeah, I just think you. T- I don't know why you take anything for Red Light Media too seriously. They're like goofballs. I I'm not very high on that channel. I, personally, I think they're very overrated. But um, I will say Rich Evans 
it's hard not to watch when Rich Evans is on and not smile. I'll give him that. Like that's he's definitely he's... the is he the most popular? Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Probably between him and Mike, I'd imagine. Everyone like literally him and Mike. He could he could talk about sand with with Mike, and I'd watch it even if it was three hours. They are they are a funny duo. Uh, I think Jay Red Letter Media Jay is is like fifty fifty with a lot of people depending on what he says. He comes out with some interesting things here and there. The the one that we referenced recently ish was uh, he I think he said in reference to Todd Phillips making Joker that Todd Phillips isn't a real filmmaker or something like that. Which, yeah, um, he said some his the Joker video that they that they did was not well received. It was a uh, lot of people not happy with that for pretty clear reasons. It's funny you bring that up actually because like uh, I do have friends who like Red Letter Media, and I was like, fine, I'll give them another chance. I'll, I'll give them a real watch through and uh, just see what they have to say, and just you know try to try to go on with an open mind. Uh, the video I chose to give them a chance on was the Joker one. Oh. Yeah, that kind of stands out um, as being a really bad one that they did. They're very, very entertaining. I'm much more interested in their best of the worst than I am their 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 looks at like that. What was called that? They're half in the bag. Sort of the least favorite thing of mine that they do. The best of the worst and the reviews are the things that I really watch them for. Particularly best of the worst. Half in the bag is often hit and miss for me. Uh, yeah, which is fine, um, but they really don't like the prequels. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> definitely, which I don't think is a surprise because that's how they built the beginnings of uh, Red Letter Media was on the prequels being the big gay. Uh, which is why it's interesting to think about Chris Stuckman uh, was heavily inspired by their works, and so what will he say about the wonders that are Attack of the Clones? Uh, are we in for another Poundland blanket? Is that what you've got me here for? Uh, I, I mean, I haven't seen this, so I really okay. don't know. And I, I've seen enough Chris Stuckman randomly here and there. Hence, why I gave that impression of him a few EFAPs ago, because that's how mm. I feel. Um, but I'm expecting this to be different because it's first of all, it's 21 minutes, which is like quadruple the size of what he would talk about any movie Whoa. he loves. So that's pretty interesting. Hill <laughs> House as a season, like five minutes. Yeah, uh, I, I think the Hill House video, he talks more about the works of the director than he does Hill House. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. He just said but... the acting was good, the story was good, it was good, it's really good. Because he's a very, very skilled film critic. Yeah, I find him extremely odd. This is also, the movies he makes are garbage. I assume... Uh, you're still a fan of him, Anomaly. We're, we're not really over here on Ethan. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Oh Don't no, worry. he's one of the worst. I don't know if he's one of the worst. Uh, Rags, remember all the people we've covered. Okay, he's useless, but he's not one of the worst. He's like um, Mark Brown, but says even he's, less. It's not an assault on your senses like some of the people you've covered. Yeah, he's. it's confusing, but not because he's you know enigmatic in any mysterious way. It's It's confusing that people really, really like to watch his content. Well, like, how about what we is find it? out why? It's, yeah, it's so... Uh, this is quite a chunky review from him. He doesn't usually do it this long, so it's going to be exciting to find out all of the things that he's found out and is going to deliver to us. Um, but yeah, before we get going, does anyone else want to talk about anything? Um, yeah, when you have a toaster and mm-hmm. you put in the bread, yeah, 
mm-hmm. put down the handle, you wait a while, you hear the ding, and then toast pops up. But right. where does where does the bread go? Well, isn't the toaster like accepting it as payment or whatever? It's kind yeah, of it's like a sacrifice on huh? an altar. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, where does it? But it's got to go somewhere. Well, you know how, like, when you sacrifice um, a, a virgin to the goddess Yaska and you get loads of riches in return, you don't ask, oh, where's, where's my virgin gone? No, I don't ask, where's my virgin gone? Because you got the money. <laughs> but in this case, you have toast. That's fair enough. Yeah. It's gonna come, it comes from somewhere, I suppose. I'm glad. Yeah, it looks like, looks like we all, yeah. Someone in chat just said, well, that's deep. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, I am a philosophy student, after all. Philosophy. Yeah. That. Um, Alright, so here we go. I'm excited because I have no idea what, what adventure we're going to go on. Of course, episode 2, Attack of the Clones, is once again written and directed by George Lucas. And if you guys didn't know, I'm in the middle of covering every single Star Wars movie Whoa. once a month until episode 7 in December. That's including wow. the Clone Wars one animated film. Month. Oh, this wow. kind of feels nostalgic. Remember what it felt like before TFA came out? <laughs> it's like, everyone was oh so, my God. Everyone was so excited. And they still were after TFA, but now... Like, I still remember the trailer for TFA. Everybody was fucking exploding. Like, oh like, my oh, God, shit. Star Wars again? Uh, who is oh this my God, man? a black stormtrooper? Yes. Sign me up. Oh. oh my God, a lightsaber hilt? Yes. He takes his helmet off? Oh my but god, why? evil people, good people. Darth Vader's helmet, that shit got people going nuts. Oh yeah. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. TFA had one of the best trailers I've ever seen, to be perfectly honest. It, it showed just enough. Yeah, it's really, really good. I dare I say it's quite a good uh, template for any trailer going forward. It, it's super, like, just oof. They deliver everything perfectly in terms of um, nostalgicism. And Mr. V just said, I'm not the same person anymore. It's like, none of us are. None of us are, buddy. We were all wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, and ready for a great film. Some felt that we got that great film. And then another one came. They're wrong. And another one came. Such a different atmosphere for each time uh, the next sequel released. Yeah, like, oh, everyone was so excited and... Like, pure excitement and wonder for the first. Second one was, like, risky-tisms. Third one was, like, well, funeral time. I was like, well, it could have been worse. Well, hmm. <laughs> Third one was people watching with bated breath, like, oh, God, how badly, like, what are they going to do? Yeah, and then they said and they're then... bringing Palpatine back, and we were like, oh... <laughs> We were you like, get into the oh, film no. and you see the dead speak and it's like, oh yes. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. Those leaks were dreadful. That's actually since that became a thing. Sorry? Fringy hasn't been here since that sort of became like a thing. He was here when it became one and then he hasn't been back since, right? Does he know how much yeah, no has of. become a part of the law? <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't yeah, he does. I don't think it hasn't been like, he wasn't here. <laughs> There's an agree. So everyone was spelling it differently, but it's pretty much agreed upon how it's spelled now. It's N O U G H. It's do, but no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, what were you saying, Anomaly? I was just saying, like, during Rise of Skywalker, I had to, like, visibly, like, sorry, that physically hold myself back from laughing because I was laughing so obnoxiously throughout the first, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> and I just, people were looking at me, and I was just like, I don't want to be a dick. 
If people are enjoying it, yeah, more power to them. I don't want to be that well, guy in the theater. That probably was visible. My only experience oh, just... <laughs> with that was uh, in TLJ with the Leia Superman thing. I was like doubled over trying to stop myself from laughing because I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to disturb people. And see, I know I've told this before, but I saw the film. Alex didn't want to see it, you know, Smiler Al. And I came back and I was like, "You need, I need you to see it because I need to know that I'm not crazy, that this film is really bad. And I was looking forward to him seeing Flying Leia Through Space, and I recorded it, and it was <laughs> so funny that it went into my video. He just <laughs> lost his shit laughing at it. Which, by the way, if Ryan knew that was, like, a common reaction, what do you think he'd, like, how do you think he'd address that honestly? He's not wrong. He's, he can't be wrong. There are no. He's never heard any valid criticisms of the Last Jedi. Oh, I'm not They're even, just. That's wrong. what I mean, though. Like no, no words. Just Ryan. What do you think about that? Like the idea that people are laughing at your very meaningful scene. And you, you just be like, well, you know, some people don't get Clearly it. Clearly, they they have. They just aren't fit. They 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 can't handle the incredible thematic relevance and importance that this has for Leia as a character. And Kylo's this. It's it's man. They need to wisen up. Get with a fucking program. <sighs> Star Wars isn't didn't, fun anymore. Apparently, Cosmonauts and chat. We're not covering him today. <laughs> <laughs> also, what did he say? Uh, anything? Uh, Hello, if he is here. By I the way, I don't know. Uh, I just chat saying, "Hey, Cosmonauts and chat." So I don't know. Maybe they're lying. If... Oh, I don't think. I think that's a real account. I, I get Cosmonauts in in the, two of my past streams, but he has no tick box next to him. So I think it's just. I think it's just an account. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, I, don't, I seriously doubt he would turn up. He's not a fan. Not for us. If he were, hello there. I just, I doubt it. Um, anyway, Chris, take it away. Last month on May 4th, I reviewed Phantom Menace. You guys dug it. I'm back for more with Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah! I got my Star Wars shirt. <laughs> Oh, it's, funny. Oh, really weird. it's funny to me that he's treated as suffering and it's like, you have no idea, buddy. <laughs> you have uh, no idea. I can't. Yeah, that's one good thing I've actually That's uh... <laughs> Also, yeah. It says, yeah, I'm not cosmonaut dot dot dot. It's like, clearly not. You, anyone can click your name and find it's not your channel. No tick. No tick, bud. Mm -hmm. And I haven't actually checked if he has a tick. I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> As in Can't the actual cosmonaut. Oh, he definitely would. Yeah, he'd be unlikely yeah. if he didn't. You are not prepared. And just as a warning, just like with Phantom Menace, I'm going to be talking in detail here. So if you've never seen Attack of the Clones, this, I'm going to be spoiling no, some not. plot elements. And hmm. now you're going to spoil like, Attack of like, the Clones? No. <laughs> Twenty minutes is his in detail. Like, that's what he thinks being in detail is. In fairness, Rags, we're the people that they're like, wow, they think extensive means you go to fucking a million hours. Is there something wrong with them? And then we're like, hmm. No. But FYI, I really do think that if you're going to tell me you're thoroughly reviewing something and it turns out you've gone especially to... Okay, thoroughly... Five minutes for a TV show, guys, okay? That's not enough. I'm sorry. I'm putting it out there. It's not enough. If you're just going to tell me you liked it or didn't like it, then fair enough. But holy shit. Fucking hell. What a hot take. Been warned. Let's talk about this thing. So the blow that was Attack of the Clones was a little bit lessened simply because we had already seen Phantom Menace. So we sort of knew what to expect. But there was still no. a lot. 
That's not how that works. So. Like, no, no, not at all. I I don't think people were expecting another Phantom Menace. But in the same way that, like, you know, just because TLG sucked, it doesn't mean that Rise of Skywalker was therefore easier to swallow or something. It was just still a disaster. I suppose. Also, I hate how he used Jaja to represent Phantom Menace. I just I hate when people do that. They just passively just throw Jaja in there as if like that's the point of the film. Like he's, he's but he's Jar Jar is the, is the, he's in the center of everything. He's the key to all of this. He's, he's along the key for the to ride. Ride. Yeah. yeah, he's the he's key to all of this. He's, he's more of a key in the second movie than he is in the first, though, right? Oh yeah, definitely the second. Uh, I don't know, yeah, good old Jaja. I had a fan anticipation going into this movie, hoping, just hoping. That Why did you not say fan anticipation? Some of the complaints oh. with the first film. And in one small, specific way he did. He lessened Jar Jar's involvement in this film a lot. He's in, like, one or two scenes. We'll talk more about him. Right. I will say, odd note to start off with. For Attack of the Clones <laughs> going into this Jar Jar. Jar Jar. It's like, <laughs> all right. Like, yeah. Hmm, so, much to, so much to discuss. My notes are extensive. Uh, all right. Less ja- we didn't even note that there was less Jar Jar. That wasn't something that. Like... Well, we were evaluating the actions that Jar Jar was taking <laughs> in the film and its relevance to the plot. We were like, ooh, it's less Jar Jar screen time wise. Uh... But for the most part, it's the same type of movie that Phantom Menace was a gigantic green screen, blue screen disaster. <laughs> with even worse dialogue. My lady, so sorry. What most people expected episode two to be about was Anakin getting huh? darker, closer to that dark side. To... I feel like if you're going to, in your in-depth review, if you're going to tell me the dialogue is terrible, you'd show me an example. Because I actually don't know what he's referring to. I'm guessing this is his preamble that he's going to get to that. That's what I'm hoping exactly. this is. This is like his introductory paragraph. Because I... So... Right before we watched um, this video, we watched this movie. Right before. That's what we were doing before we went, did this. We just watched it. I don't know what he's referring to. What line? He was Wait, referring to um, He was referring to when uh, Padme is like talking to a, her dying friend when the ship blew up. She's like, my lady, I'm so sorry. I failed you, Senator. Oh. Uh, I don't know why I used that example, though, but... Like, yeah. Like, odd. Oh, that one? Oh. I was um, like, that's an odd right. one referred to. But, mm. uh, I'd say the clips speak for themselves. I would have put a clip in. Yeah, well, maybe he will. Maybe, maybe he'll get to it. Yeah. Maybe. I'm oh, willing yeah. to give him benefit of the doubt on that one. Oh, my goodness. Also, we, we also, shall see. also, regarding the, when he said, like, gigantic blue screen, green screen disaster, would you guys agree with that? Or, I mean, I don't, but, like, what do you guys think of that? Uh, a lot of it, yes. I think the CGI, much like the Phantom Menace, it's very inconsistent. Some of it holds up fairly well, considering the time. And a lot of it, though, is really, really unnecessary and distracting. And then so, and some some, some stuff isn't that. composited that well. That's what I've noticed. There's a couple of people and a couple of items that you, you're like, ooh, they're definitely on a green screen. As for um, whether or not uh, entirely CG backgrounds look good or not. Um, some of them, I think, again, the, the consistency thing, some of them look pretty great, some of them maybe not so much. And then some stuff is actually practical, like a lot in Geonosis was. A lot yeah. Of... Um, yeah. Mm. It's the decisions on what would be practical and what wouldn't be practical that are more interesting, I think, to talk about. Um, it's very inconsistent. It's not terrible overall, 
but there are some pretty blatantly bad ones that are going to be tough to deny. Um, hey, a lot of them is just odd decisions. Uh, I just, just the one top of your head. I would probably say that the worst one is when C-3PO is on the assembly line and his head's been knocked off and he wanders onto the opposite track next to him and has a battle droid head like soldered onto him. That was mm-hmm. shockingly bad. Um, there's also some ones of where Yoda's walk in the very beginning when we have the first scene in Palpatine's office when Yoda's walking away as Mace Windu's yeah. in the foreground. That's really, really bad. Mm. But then directly after that, when Yoda's facing the camera and he's the main focus of the scene, he looks significantly better. Which makes some mm. sense that they would spend less time on things that are further back than further forward. But I mean, we get the results we get from that, you know? I just find it interesting because, like, I never really. Uh, CGI, how it looks and whatever, it's not something I really. That is a personal thing. I don't really prioritize it much. I, honestly, um, I, and I, my criticisms don't start with them at all. That's more. No, I know. I'm, I'm just. I, I, yeah, I know. But like I'm saying, this is a common thing I get from people who uh, make videos about the prequels. Is like you know, oh, Lucas used too much CGI, whatever. Um, but like, like I just wanted to note two examples from you guys so I can look out for them next time because I didn't notice like either of those two. Okay, yeah, no, I, I know. I'll, I'll, I think I'll, when you. But, when you sort of put your brain into that kind of observation mode with the CGI, a lot of stuff pops out. But it's not necessarily that the CGI is bad. You just notice that something is CGI that has no business being CGI. Um, Doesn't seem necessary. A lot of, yeah, uh, a good example would be when they're leaving the Lars farm, uh, the Flarm, if you will, and they're going to Geonosis to rescue um, Obi-Wan, and they take and C3PO is inside of the ship and they have a very obviously CGI C3PO like starting to sit down in a chair yeah you just which, just just don't show that just yeah, ha- just show why, the ship lifting off you don't need to show him sitting down we can you know it's fine yeah <laughs> you have the you have the outfit you have a practical version of him if he's going to be there just have him standing he's a robot he doesn't need to rest why sit down at all? Why have him sitting down in a very, very clearly CGI thing? It, stuff like that, you know? Okay. Uh, well, one more question. Uh, what, what, which version did you guys watch? Did you watch the Blu-ray? Did you watch the DVD? Did you watch the, I want to say, the original? Um, like, on... Which version did we watch? What, what is the version that we have? Um, I would assume, I don't know if it, I don't think it's Blu-ray. Um, how, how okay, it is. Uh, so I don't notice these things. I was watching it on Blu-ray. That might be why. Because I, I know they did a significant touch-up on the CGI. Um, Maybe. I could be wrong. Maybe. Um, I'll have to double-check what version I got, but it was it was the one I was watching. Um, I can believe they did a version where they went back, back and touched it up. Yeah, well, this but is... I don't know if that's the one we were watching. This is the thing. If it was, like... Uh, if the writing was, like, flawless and amazing, and someone was like, yeah, but the CGI, I'd probably be like, eh... Like, I don't what, care. It's yeah, fine. I would be like, I, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. But uh, people, and you're right. I think anybody who criticizes the prequels brings up the CGI, and and it is always like, all right, we'll talk about that. I guess fine. If you know, if everybody wants to talk about the CGI, let's talk about the CGI. Um, but I think there's more important things to discuss. But obviously, yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely. Bring that evil side of him, but it's really just a romance. He runs into Padme, and they fall in love together, and that's essentially what Attack of the Clones 
is about. Now, one of my biggest complaints with The Phantom Menace was that the Jedi Council didn't do anything. They just sat around in a room and talked while everyone else did all the hard stuff. Now, in the first scene in the film, there's an attempt on Padme's life, and her decoy gets blown up. Now, she suspects that Count Dooku is behind this assassination attempt, and Mace Windu instantly denies this, saying, he was once a Jedi. He says it's just not in Dooku's character to commit a crime like that. Now, let me get this straight. If Dooku was once a Jedi, does that mean that you can suddenly not be a Jedi and just kind of quit being a Jedi? Yes. Okay, so, yeah. Sure. First off, <laughs> um, there's even a line at the end where Obi-Wan says that Anakin will be expelled from the Jedi Order if he goes after Padme instead of follows Dooku. Yeah. However, um, the thing is here that do Mace Windu absolutely knows who Count Mace, Mace did I say Mace Dooku? Mace Dooku, that's great. Mace, Mace Windu knows who Dooku is, probably to a large degree, especially considering that Dooku is the Padawan of Yoda. So they mm-hmm. probably met a lot, and they had a lot of interaction. So, and this is all in the film uh, that they would know this. So it does make sense mm-hmm. that he would be aware of Dooku's character, certainly from memory. Well, for me, it was uh, it was simple. It was just as simple as you know, a Jedi. It, it's just simple, like you know, he was once a Jedi, so he doesn't want to be like Mace Windu. Doesn't want to be like you know, uh, he denies it because he doesn't want to admit that a Jedi could be ca- a former Jedi could be capable of such a thing. He's like, you know, he's once one of us. Don't I don't think he'd be a murderer. Um, you know what I mean? That, that's yeah, it's like a, denial. I just assume he's a bit of he's a bit naive on on who Dooku is now. Certainly yeah, after now. he's fallen, he's different than what he used to be and we don't know why he left the order was he expelled did he leave voluntarily i think it's a a huge missed opportunity in the film that we don't have any sort of character resolution between yoda and dooku considering that they have a an extensive history together i Uh, I would have really gone for more dooku give me more Mm -hmm. Mm. i adore dooku if that were so wouldn't that mean that your ideals have changed? Yeah, so Mace Windu is like, he wouldn't do that because he believes he wouldn't do that. It's pretty simple. Like, Yeah. This, if you someone know, told I, you that your your mother just went through a school zone on the sidewalk and killed 13 children, you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be incredulous instantly. Okay. So it's a, it's a tenant of EFAP to not murder, and if Rags was to leave EFAP and then someone was like, Rags tried to kill me. I'd be like, he was once an EFAPA. It's not in his character. Rags wouldn't. Rags wouldn't <laughs> fail. Rags would have succeeded. Hey, murder could mean success. Depends on what's going on. It was a character assassination. And that maybe it is in his character to be bad. Well, yeah, that's what it the film be. pretty much confirms to us, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we see him doing the bad stuff, but Mace Windu doesn't believe that at the beginning based on his experience with Count Dooku. He sure believes it him. by the end. Mace Windu, all-powerful Jedi. He's not all-powerful. He's really fucked. But what does all-powerful have to do with being that... fully aware of some guy's motivations? Like, I don't understand. He's... So, so chat rags is a political idealist not a murderer <laughs> <laughs> he's a... Uh, we're, we're we're doing we're doing the thing where we're defending the prequels again well, it's inevitable <laughs> we'll try and pepper criticisms in where we can it's all right chris isn't doing he's not it's not the worst he's doing okay i don't know why he's bringing this up so far but we're, yeah. i'm sure we're gonna get to some it's... something good 
fucking dumb. One of the things that really bothered me about episode one and episode two was the casting choices made by George Lucas for the character of Anakin. Let's face it, Jake Lloyd was awful. And one what? <laughs> I mean, uh, Jake Lloyd being terrible. Um. So here's the thing. Yes, but it's not his fault. I don't know the. Yeah, I don't. I think there are I don't certain blame lines Jake Lloyd. he delivers that are okay, but there are certain ones that are really awkward and stilted. I don't know. I I yeah. can't believe he was the best choice, and as we know from the the prequel trilogy, Padme's actress, um, uh, uh, Natalie's Port, Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman is a good actress, but she ain't in the prequels. So I, how much of that was the lines they had to deliver and the fact that they clearly kept the worst take imaginable and just put it in the film? I don't know. I've put a lot of it up to the direction. So, someone said uh, he was a kid. I agree with the sentiment behind that, but I do want to recognize that there are some kid actors out there that we end up going, holy shit, they good. No. Like yeah, Colin I mean, if, if, we're willing to, if we're willing to point out when a kid actor is doing really good, then theoretically... <laughs> We should be able to point out when they're not doing so good. And even though that's probably more likely, I think we can still do it without coming across as uh, cruel, right? Or is, or is it too much, I wonder? To call know, a child actor me. bad? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't mean it in a personal way. Like, I don't think Jake Lloyd did a good job, but he's a kid, and there are directors and people around him whose job it is to have him do good and to help him and to give him the advice and encouragement and the skills that he needed and they failed him I think in that regard criticized the younglings I mean Mark Hamill's gone on record saying that like you know he was angry at the hostility hostility towards Jake Lloyd and he he said uh, verbatim he did exactly what George wanted him to do and like if you watch the behind the switch of the casting for Anakin like the the people say that like he should have gone for the Anakin uh, before Jake because there was two. There was one that was like blonde, looked kind of like Luke. Um, if he was like a really, really like ten years old, five years old, whatever. Um, but he goes with Jake because Jake had that more sort of innocent demeanor, demeanor about him, as opposed to the uh, at least that's what I gathered. As opposed to what the blonde kid was um, portraying was something more of a more dark nature, of a more dark and uh, troubled nature. But he just wanted uh, Anakin to be a, a lovely, sweet. A hopeful, uh, ambitious playboy, really. And uh, I'm not saying all the lines are good. I'm just saying, like, like for example, my biggest issues with Jake's performance is when he was in the ship. And uh, I, I really don't mind the like, like now this is pod racing. I think that's something a, a nine year old would say. You know, if he's like, he was pod racing for all his life, and now he's in a spaceship flying it like way, way quicker than any pod he's ever driven before. Um, but uh, when when he's like, when he's like, we're hit R two, and he's like, uh, I'm like, I don't really believe that's terror. Like, oh, I know what you so mean. I, yeah, I, he's I, not really I, taking this seriously when it could literally be his death. I, I it's yeah, I, again, like I wouldn't put that on his foot, but like yeah, that that's an instance where I'm like, yeah, that's a bit off. Like that doesn't no, really I didn't just... yeah, well I didn't cry when I was ten. So. Oh no. Fifteen ranks. Yeah, I just saying he acts like an orphan, is what I'm saying. <laughs> well yeah I'd have to and I'd I... have to rewatch all of his scenes to pick out particular things he delivers that I have Pretty, like issues with in terms of acting, but I know there's several lines he manages to, to get across just fine, you know? It's not like uh, I think he was 100% awful, which is what a lot of people will sell. They're like, he was just absolutely the worst. And it's like, I don't know about that. I don't I don't want to go that far. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say he's 100% terrible. Something well, I feel like they're on I kind of questioned why they felt why George felt the need to have him be a child. 
Yeah, uh, he should have been a young adult. Yeah, the, wasn't that the age range it could have ended up being that he was like a younger teenager rather than how young he was? Yeah, I I think that's definitely what they should have gone for. His relationship with Padme, weird, weird dude. Like that's really what she's weird. Into. She's got, that's her fetish. No, I don't want this. Like no, 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 not not pedophilia. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that her fetish is meeting children who are very, very young, and then because she's playing the long game. And then getting into relationships and having that person, when they're older, impregnate her. It's a very specific fetish. It is, but it's Star Wars, and it's about family. Anyway, oh wait, did you want to say something about the um, uh, him being a teenager anomaly? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I just never, I just don't like the whole. I mean, feel free to disagree with me on that. But like, when people say like, "Oh, it shouldn't have been," you could you could argue like maybe it could have been better, maybe it could have been worse. But um, like, I, I don't think... like the it, it should have been this way sort of criticism. Uh, if it's like changing what the storyteller wants, like he wants to, he wants to tell the child, the teen, the adult story. He doesn't want to tell the 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 teenager, the late teenager, the adult story. You know what I mean? Or oh, whatever you're referencing. Like, if, if it completely changes what he want it as a story and i think it needs to i think, it, I, think I honestly gotta, think that's fine it that like if, yeah if everything else was exactly the same except he was a teenager and we just changed the time gap between episode one and two i think i the ways in which i believe it helps is one the padme relationship setting it up when their ages are closer mm-hmm. just just a little helpful that's all to uh, his proficiency in piloting and mechanic stuff, I, I can believe it more than I currently do. That's all. Just, it's just like, oh, he's older. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's had more time. Um, um, three, more time being a slave, and we can work with that a bit more. Having that mm-hmm. had a bigger effect on his life, maybe. Um, I feel like there's a lot of things we can use if we make him older. I, I agree with all that. Um, but, uh, where it kind of falters, though, is if he was any older than he was, I don't think Qui-Gon would have taken him. I don't think Obi-Wan would have trained him. And I don't think, like, Obi- I don't think the Council would have made an exception. I think he was, like, old. I think that's a rule of their own making, though. They yeah, can we that, just, I think they, we they can made that absolutely. rule for that film. Yeah, like, we can alter so Qui-Gon to still yeah. take him, right? Yeah, we could just say, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we could train him. I mean, there's Although no... Like, or, Go. But Sorry, the the age thing was something that I think they came up with in The Force Awakens. Or sorry, fuck me. The Phantom Menace. That didn't have to be uh, a rule of the Jedi. I mean, what no, I still but, don't think makes a lot of sense. But Yoda mentions Luke's too old in Empire Strikes Back. He trains him because True. he's the last Jedi. But Luke is what, like, early 20s? Room there. Yeah. We, we there don't know what the cap is, you know? It's it's questionable, but like yeah, I'm just saying like I I think if he was much older than he like if he was like Padme's age, I think he would have been like like really too old, and uh, he wouldn't have been as innocent. Whereas nine year old, he's still old enough to have attachment, but he's still innocent enough to, I guess in a Jedi's eyes, like you know he he's still got a real shot of um being going coming up the way they want him to as a Jedi, like detached. But um, they I didn't like count for Padme. I do feel uh, like if he was older though those feelings especially for his mother would be much more not not sincere but well developed mm-hmm. like i think it's it's i'm not i don't want to say cheap but like of course a 9 year old really likes their mom almost to the point where they take her for granted 
because it's because their frame of reference being a nine-year-old. But you know, if someone's twelve, fourteen, even that, I think that's a significant step up. You know, when it comes to just familial relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can. I'd say it's you know it's. Someone says it's All right, a horrible criticism. What is? Wait. I mean, I don't know what what specifically. <laughs> like, I don't know. They didn't. They didn't say. All right then. I don't know if they're referring to us. One of us, all Chris. <laughs> I don't know. Again, Hayden Christensen is terrible. But I don't know who to blame. Is it the script? Is it the actors? Is it both? What is it? But I've been told that I have some rare footage. Apparently, my crack team of me. Wait, who posted? Basically. Yeah, I paused it, sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically, yeah, in regards to Hayden Christensen being terrible, that's actually not the case at all. Uh, he's actually acted really well on... I could say, yeah, like... I don't, I don't think he's bad. He's, hmm? it's, it's almost like a Padme situation. I, it's, I think it's George's fault more than anything. Um, There, there is... I want to reference Rick here. Uh, the, the person I, had, uh, I brought on with me for the uh, Phantom Menace debate. He did a video descri- describing like the acting style, the the directing style. Uh, he his his video. He can explain it way better than I can. But I'll just say this. Um, so yeah, yeah, Hayden's acted well in like tons of other stuff. Um, but in, in regard, he's gone on record behind the scenes, he's saying like, um, you know, we we have to interact. A lot of it's reliant on the on the imagination. But it's like theater in that way. So, like, you know, we see you know, McGregor and Natalie and um, Hayden, you know, reacting to essentially nothing within uh, the the blue screen sequences. I'd actually make the exact opposites. Um, like, I would actually say that they're actually good actors for able to pull, uh, pull that off as well as they did. You know, with how much was reliant on them. Um, and Natalie even said, like, in, in Attack of the Clones, the commentary I just watched that, like, in Phantom Menace, she was kind of. Uh, less wowed by the, the Corazon stuff because she didn't know what Corazon was going to look like. After Phantom Menace came out, she was able to sort of uh, be more aware of her surroundings and what they were going to look like because of, because um, again, she's seen it in Phantom Menace. And she has a better idea of what the the team is going to do in post. Um, and yeah, what's coming up here is he's going to do a skit with uh, George uh, and discovering Hayden Christian. I don't know if you guys want to watch it. I'll let it play, but yeah, you guys can. Oh, you guys sure. are fun we're, we're I, big I, fans I, I of skits. <laughs> I still find it funny. It's not his, his skit, but um, yeah, you'll, you'll oh, see. Oh, so that's why. Oh, yeah, that's why. Has it's discovered funny. footage <laughs> of George Lucas discovering Hayden Christensen. Let's observe. Let's decide. Maybe there's a happy tree. <laughs> uh, oh, little happy trees. Yes. Huh, who's this kid? You guys are, are pulling something. I like his look. Aren't you? Oh, come on. I mean, when I was pretending to be afraid of the dummies, I, I did a much better job than that. What? Oh, I get, is the point that he's shit in oh, Goosebumps? Oh, he was bad in Goosebumps? Or weird in Goosebumps? The, the point is George's shit at identifying talent. Uh, all right, less. Well. Uh, you'll, you'll see. <laughs> okay. I'm so taken by his acting ability. I thought that was just your dad playing a trick. Dad wouldn't do that to you. Well, maybe he did it by accident. You know, hit a wrong lever or. I mean, it's not like it's not like the it's worst not thing. It's terrible. Ever. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not like. Fine, I guess. This is, I, I think, think the people... biggest crime here is the fact that the top button is buttoned. 
people need to uh to hang around like if you want to know how good kids are at being people <laughs> like so some of them sound really fucking stupid i'll just I'll put it out there okay like this sounds mostly like a kid to me like uh yeah it sounds like a kid um it's, it's, um, outside uh i think kane Hogan is a great child actor if i had the name in my head um as for this joke like i don't know could have done without the skit not gonna lie yeah or something. I sense dark unrest on this boy. Could he be my Why is it so poorly balanced with the audio? Like, cl- uh, clearly work went into making the skit. How did, when he made this video, how is George's voice so, so loud and close to the... Maybe it's supposed to s- create a sense of distance, the TV to us and George to us. I don't know, but I agree. I think George better. needs to be a little balanced better. If the character in... And plus, Chris is a Chris is a filmmaker. Is did Chris, did Chris make the skit? Oh no 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 he, no. Okay, he got someone to do it for him. They should know. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Someone really needs to call the production team of the show and tell the CGI. I'm not one to tell you that you're too long. But maybe Jokes. this joke is already dead. Yeah. Oh, look at how he so beautifully antagonizes that dummy. Here, kick me again. Kick me, come on. I dare you. Oh, he seems to be perfectly encapsulating the angst of being a child. How come he won't do anything now? Why is it still going? Why? Why, why is it still going? Still, still going. going. Man. Long man is bad. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. Goosebumps kid for Anakin. Bye, Zane. See ya. <laughs> yes, that's my Anakin. That's not the actor. But that's not the act. That's him, no? Yeah, but like the head, he, he when the head spun around, he was commenting on, "Yeah, that's my Anakin," but that was clearly not the oh, actor turning his head around. You're like saying that. in the universe of the joke, it would be weird to conclude from him turning his head around that it's like, "Yep, that's Anakin." I'm going too deep. <laughs> I think so. I'm getting, I'm getting sucked into this. Listen, I'm trying to discover. Is it's still going? We're trying to discover the theme of the joke. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. My mind is I'll just. Look at that evil stare. I'm loving it. Huh. Can't wait to start writing this. But first I need to approve the new FX added to the special editions. Oh boy, I hope they got that cantina scene right. You know what the funny thing is? His acting really hasn't gotten that better since Night of the Living Dummy Part 3 on the Goosebumps TV show. Oh, well, um, I think there's plenty of moments in Attack of the Clones without even referencing Revenge of the Sith of Hayden Christensen doing decent enough uh, acting. Like when... He explains yeah. that he murdered the children. I believe yeah. he was pretty good in that scene. That's not my problem with that scene at all. I, yeah, my I agree. Is, yeah. Also, Chris is trying to do a fake laugh. He's kind of like a robot person who's been observing humanity and is like, I should be laughing to some degree at this <laughs> I mean, comment. He assumes that you'll be laughing at his joke, so he would like to laugh along with you. My even though it has detected humor waves. The joke didn't even have punch to it. It just kind of 
petered out. <laughs> it did kind of. It was just like, yeah. yeah. So then... Oh, boy. So anyway, this assassin is after Padme, and rather than just fill her room with gas as she's sleeping, or shoot her or something, a little droid cuts holes into the glass and drops worms, like, into her room? Killer worms? Worst assassin ever! I mean... All right, well... So, I have a problem... By the way, we've skipped a lot of the film. I was was actually going to say... I wonder if you, like... It, it almost felt like a hard cut, like the way he was speaking, even because he was like, mm-hmm. oh, "Here we go," and then Pad Bay's assassin. Blah, blah, blah. You're like, "Oh wow, all right, yeah, here we go." I guess there's a whole big portion of this film that we've got over now, if he's doing it chronologically. But all right. Um, so, what surprises you well, so far? Yeah, Chris is an aspiring actor, which is why he can only do like takes of five or six seconds before he needs to cut. That's mean. Address his point, Rags. His point is mostly valid. I think so, too. And I agree. I, I disagree. Go for it, Anomaly. Attempt. Provide that defense. Uh, well, I mean, the whole issue I have with people... Uh, well, I mean, look, there, there are, I won't lie, there are, there are several other ways uh, Jango Fett could have executed uh, his attempt on Padme, but um, the, the issue I have with what, the way Chris has done it here is... Um, He's excluded the nuance of, uh, well, the, rather the context. So, like the explosion blows up, uh, the Republic they, they only suspected an attempt, but now they know, like for absolute, like certainty, like there's an attempt. The Republic going to send uh, whoever they can to guard Padme, and uh, you know the, the Chancellor even appoints per the Chancellor's suggestion, he appoints two Jedi. Right, that's very important. Now. Uh, Zan goes to Django. He's like, uh, I hit the ship, but they use a decoy. And he's like, okay, we have to try something more subtle this time because we still got to get this job done. But this time, we're going to be walking into a shitstorm if we try this conventionally. Um, so they don't know what the hell's waiting for them. They're just like, okay, take these worms. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, can, uh, deliver them to, you know, Padme somehow, right? And it's like, you can, there can be no mistakes this time, right? So then Zam uses the droid. The droid takes the worms. And I always thought it was safer to send the droid in case the droid gets spotted or shot down by a gunship or something. Because, like, they don't know. They just know where yeah, she's oh, I'm cool with the droid. The use, yeah, the, the use droid. of the droid is good. It's all of the other information surrounding the use of the droid that's really stupid. Uh, I just so. had a blaster. All right, so the droid should have just shot her. Uh, well, that's still that's the risk of setting, uh, setting off an alarm. It, it doesn't matter. She's dead. The droid can like... just explode. It, it could just, like, the droid turn. It, it wouldn't even have to do that. It would have to shoot her, then turn off, and then it falls and smashes into a thousand tiny little pieces onto the sidewalk a mile down. If you want Possibly, to but like the, yeah. droid, the droid is fine. It doesn't matter about the droid. The droid is to remove. And wait, if there was a if there's a concern about the droid getting captured and leading it back to blah blah, blah it's like using I don't know unlicensed un whatever droid, whatever allows people to draw you from a droid, take that away from the droid because they're doing something illegal anyway. Like if the if there's a license plate or a particular make or brand, just fucking get rid of it. You know, like how. Uh, like with guns, when people shave off the, uh, the uh, rags, you'll know this. What am I talking about? <laughs> I'm going to say that one more time. When, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, so I, if, if if this droid was, if Zam is a professional bounty hunter hired, like Django, like Django is a great bounty, allegedly. He's a great <laughs> bounty hunter. So obviously he hired Zam, thought Zam could do it. Zam's a professional bounty hunter. This droid should, if anything, be built for purpose. It should be untraceable. It should have a self-destruct on it. It should have so- something, right? This seems like a very, very inefficient and... There's a lot of variables that go into this plan yeah. that wouldn't exist if the droid just. I think the concern as well is the fact that where we see it and how we see it, we're like, man, if that was a if that little shoot that sends out the dro- the things was a was a blaster, you know, nozzle or whatever, she's dead. Or if it, what if it um, shot a Camino saber dart? Camino <laughs> well, saber I dart. I mean, well, I mean, I don't think it would use the the dart because I, I know, could. It wouldn't use. Yeah, it wouldn't use the dart specifically. It'd use something else. It'd use a dart of some kind, or sure. again, it would just use a blaster, shoot them, self destruct, or just turn well, off. Blasters are great done. because they're so untraceable. Yeah, that's the know. thing. Well, I mean, the the point was to get in, get out, and be gone before they even knew she was dead. Like, without the Jedi, See, the plan works perfectly. I appreciate that defense, but why does the droid hang around when it's delivered the payload? Seems like there's so many more failsafes hoping that the little worm things go and do what you want them to do. Yeah. I Even, mean, and the Jedi, I mean, I, the Jedi I, I didn't sense the droid. Remember, the Jedi didn't sense the droid. True. I actually, that's actually a good question. If Jedi, if yeah, if Jedi actually do have the ability to. If they, if, if Django, he's he's killed Jedi before, I think, right? So uh, I think I, I don't, we're not no. told that in oh, the films, all... but he has killed Kamari Vosa before this, who's a well, Dooku's say, apprentice. He... I'm a nerd, and I know that. Wouldn't that kind more, of a droid sorry. be outlawed? Maybe you can't tell a droid to kill. It doesn't have to be like a high functioning sentient robot. You just have to program a robot to kill someone, and it will. That's the thing. The and and this is a very this is one of those details that was really really important because this is the potential this is a botched assassination that should have been super easy and was only foiled because the plan was really dumb. No, it was only foiled it because a Palpatine hired the Jedi. That's the reason it was foiled. Um, it, could it, it have it been executed better? Because, yes, yeah. absolutely. I could, I'll agree with you there. It could have been executed better, but the plan is. Enough on its own without the Jedi. Uh, again, Jango didn't know what he was what he was walking into. He didn't know that the Jedi were going to be there. He just expected a lot of resistance. So yeah, send the droid to be safe. Um, be subtle. Use the worms. The worms are shown to be intelligent too. R two D two shines a light on them, and they actively avoid it and go straight for. There's no fucking around. Those dro- those worms have gone straight for Padme. I mean, basic um, level of intelligence. Yes. Sure. Well, I, yeah, I have like, to wonder. And, in this scenario, in what universe are the worms better than just a blaster? I can think yeah, of guess, scenarios. Yeah, where we can come up with one where they would be better, but be not that one. Yeah, it's not but the not one here. that we can see. Yeah, in fact, why wouldn't definitely... you have that as a backup? As in, the droid gets there, and it's like, hey, droid, once you. Because whatever scenario you end up in, unless they knew the layout of her place, you'd be like, mm. if worms are better, use the worms. If blaster shot is in sight, use the blaster. Yeah, what if they drop the what if it drops the centipedes of doom into the room and they just don't bite her? That's why I was saying also, like, like you you're banking on them doing exactly what you want them to, which seems to be like they will, but I don't know, they're animals. They're really they hungry not. hungry centipedes. I mean there's also the um forgot to mention, like there's also the chance that like again, they don't want to sell any alarms. 
they could have used another decoy, okay, so, perhaps. So oh, that's actually another point of contention that, they... that R2-D2 doesn't spot the droid. Yeah, that's in the notes as well. Mm-hmm. R2-D2 turns on, shines a tiny little why doesn't he just have a scan that just goes for the whole room? Why does he have to have a little torch? Why is he off? Why is <laughs> he not? Yeah, why, why would he ever turn it off? That's interesting. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's off. I think he's uh, just like, he appears to be off. Um, like, what? as soon as something cuts, I think he caught a, a whiff of the worm, and that's when he like. Why didn't he see the droid, though? Why didn't he see the droid? A oh, good question. That is a good question. Yeah. The... Oh. I, if, if I, in plus, if this is the level of protection that you want to give to this very important person, I just I I feel like the droid should be up and fully awake, fully aware, all alarms, all of, of its scanning equipment going at all times. Like, how come mm. you have to turn on the little light and look around? How come that's not like the what it's always doing? You know. Um. Well, the argument I make there's like so. Uh... And Padme wanted it that way. She wanted it to be there to live him out. And the only re- and the only reason Anakin had to do it was because you know he was like, I can sense everything going on in that room. Like he's like he's confident in his abilities. And then Obi Wan second guessed him. The only reason they got as close as they did is because they were distracted with one another. They were like you know they were talking and they they kind of were bickering. And then they just uh, once they there was a bit of a pause, they caught it and then they went in. Um, I just assumed yeah, like, it was because constantly... she was about to die. I don't know how it works in terms of what they sense exactly. Like, uh, do they sense Im- imminent death? <laughs> I don't know how that would work uh, they, exactly. They seemed to just vaguely sense danger. It was, I don't know, but, weird. And, I mean, but Padme what? wanting to be used as bait, that's, that brings up uh, the issue of how Obi-Wan is really, really against this idea, but he still allows it to go through. Yeah. I think of the order of the sequence. One comes back, he's like, what is he thinking? And then... Uh... No, this is outside, before oh, the... the assassin robot yeah. shows up, before, yeah. you know, also, this happens. Uh, Vito, Vito's right, he's thing. in chat, and he just said that uh, if, if she's bait, which she is, wouldn't you have a scanner that, like, is going to be ready to scan fucking anything in that room? Not just... Like... <laughs> It feels like you'd have more security. Agree, yeah. Using her as bait is super risky, right? So, so, you, so you'd necessarily fail safe yeah. as many as you can. I mean, she's using. Hang on, can you guys that cut out? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can hear you now. Um, but I mean, like being bait, first of all, being bait was her choice. Like she. I'm I'm okay with that. We know yeah, it's her choice. I'm suggesting yeah. that if she if they've gone with the idea of her being bait, then maybe there should be a shit ton more fail safes than just R two D 2s flimsy torch. And yeah. I promise I can sense what's going on. I mean, the failsafe. I mean, like the well, I mean, the Jedi are the failsafe. The only reason they like they, 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 I think they're relying on themselves more than R two. Just like you know, we'll let R two have R two in there just to make it feel safe. But we know we can sense what's going on in there. So my you know question I mean? like, for Anakin would be then: What if a droid turns up and blasts her through the window? Um. But, uh. Yeah, I think that's well, I mean, what his like, answer yeah. would be. If you like, uh... that's the thing. I feel like this is a a, a scenario that's been I mean, engineered by the writing. I mean, do we know that the Jedi can't sense droids though? They didn't sense the droid, but I again, I I dumb that down to them being distracted with one another. Like they got to they they just distract. That goes, that goes into the previous point of why are there not extremely advanced scanners or just R two being awake, staring at the window or something? More care than none at all. 
Yeah, there's lots Basically. of little pieces to this. Uh, the one that blows my mind is that he actually turns on R2 and he doesn't spot the droid outside just sitting there with the mm. shield pierced like, hey. <laughs> it's like, he's just like, what are you doing? He's like, window washer. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Feels yeah. Like R2 wasn't even trying. Yeah, yeah we, can, uh, we can keep going then. But I, had to, I had to scroll through so much notes because he just yeah, he's just skipped over a huge portion of the movie. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to jump around or not. I guess we'll find out. He opened with Worms? What? Anakin. Also, for the record, my issue isn't the idea that Worms is an assassination method. It can work. Yeah, I can believe that there are absolutely scenarios where poison worms that want to bite Anyone seen Kill Bill 2? Anyone, be... anyone here seen Kill yeah. Bill 2? I'm afraid not. No, I haven't. So, uh, as an assassination attempt that is highly successful is done by putting a, um, I believe a black mamba inside a suitcase full of money, and so a guy goes, ooh, suitcase full of money, and grabs it all, and then pulls him out, and boom! He dies. Black mamba. It's a tool for a specific if, kind of job, if, right? If Chris Stuckman was like, a black mamba? What? <laughs> what? What? I'd be like, I, I don't know, it makes enough sense. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I feel like this has probably got real real world precedent. You could probably look into like assassination attempts done with animals. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. I can believe it. Like, um, for instance, in the Lion King, Scar uh, he kills Mufasa using animals. True. Mm-hmm. As we know, the Lion King really did happen. There you go. And it really so didn't copy this. Kimba the White Lion. Dab. Go watch YMS's video, everybody. Okay, that's an order. A really good video. Okay, anyway. And Obi-Wan stop these worms just in time, which leads to a chase. The chase is okay, even though it's like this glossy, no, it's terrible. video game-like uh... CGI. And... Okay, I'm fine with the chase through the city of Coruscant being CGI. Yeah, I'm I don't fine know. with that. I don't so, think this place <laughs> let's, let's oh, re- They didn't make a real <laughs> So let's reset <laughs> this. We're gonna use... He's our vehicle, okay? So he's just... He's brought up this scene. So let us let us discuss it, and then we will replay his criticisms after we've delivered ours, I guess. So... First, <laughs> Obi-Wan jumped so, out the window. First question. What was Obi-Wan expecting when he grabbed onto that droid? This is obviously directed at Anomaly, I would suppose. What what was Obi Wan um, going for when he jumped onto that droid? Wanted to uh, well, I mean, in Lucas's words, he wanted to jump on and follow the droid back to where it came from, so he could spot the uh, assassin. Mm. So, okay, how, Lucas, so, do you not think it's so more likely for an assassin to abandon their droid, especially if something like that was happening? Not that they, not only would there be a protocol for the droid to do that, not only is he not worried about self destruction. It seems like there's a lot of ways this could go, and Obi-Wan has just assumed yeah. that all of them aren't going to happen. Yeah, like, why Why is this robot, this assassin droid, why is it programmed to return to the sender when it clearly has a person hanging off of it who wants to mm. find out who is the who the assassin is? That seems like mm. it, an insanely stupid thing. The ideal you'd expect would be it'd be, it'd be programmed to like, off and self-destruct control. somewhere. Yeah, it's it the the robot's clearly compromised. It even tries to like get away when it's noticed. Yeah, the way I, I kind of like it, it goes when they back to his when band. they burst in the room, the robot goes <gasps> like it like it's shocked, <laughs> like the, the way it moves. Yeah. It's like oh fuck, Jedi, <laughs> run! And so oh, as, yeah. as if well, I mean, I think yeah, it realizes it's been compromised, um, and so it makes a run, it makes a runaway. Like uh, yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. Just saying, the floor is yeah. uh, that um, it shouldn't be programmed to retreat; it should just be programmed to blob. 
I figure no, I'm fine it, with it retreating. In fact, it would be advantageous for it to retreat in the other direction. I would suggest that it retreated yeah. earlier than mm -hmm. it did. So I, that, yeah, people who follow it are going in the wrong direction of the assassin. Uh, it's, it, it goes, yeah. it well, tries to go right, somewhere so... to quietly self-destruct. Or okay. something so, like that. So there is the, uh, I, guess I go back to the, um, here's a question. Uh, is this droid, like, might be reading too much but is this droid like self-aware is it an artificial intelligence or is it programmed it, it does what it's right? programmed i would i would assume it's toaster levels because why would you want to hire a sentient droid to do your assassin work instead of okay, one okay. Just so do what you want yeah. program to do a b c in other words so deliver the droid deliver the package uh i had a, the one argument i would make for the droid sticking around is to that the job was done confirm uh and then um yeah that's that's yeah that's reasonable if you wanted to get confirmation then again you'd probably hear about it in the papers the next day. i was i was gonna say but... if the scenario is it's waiting to see those centipedes kill her i'd be like maybe if uh, assuming they don't that means you've lost the mission anyway and you need to go <laughs> i mean other argument i make is maybe it's waiting to recollect worms Maybe I don't know somehow I don't know that that's reaching no. on it. That's, yeah. I feel like I feel like the autopsy Way will reveal the cause of death, regardless if the worms are there. Do you or think not. the robot cried when it watched the worms? Oh no, Carl Ed. Well, I mean, I, I just figured it would be the safest like, if the droid was programmed to get in and out without a trace. Like, I mean, if, if they get killed well, by the worms, it, the worms would be far less traceable than say like a Camino died. Um, yeah, they'd be native to some planet somewhere. Maybe a black market dealer, yeah, but, but, you know, even if they're from um, like Felucia, what does that tell you? So you go to Felucia, it's like anyone here buy worms recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's that's another argument I make for uh, choosing worms as a you know, yeah, yeah, I, I can't agree. Intelligent worms. Yeah, um, I still yeah, I still think a blaster is better with that logic. Shot is, yeah, a blaster shot's yeah. pretty untraceable right. too. Yeah, like yeah, no, no, uh, but again, like it's the risk of setting off an alarm. Like they want to get in and out. It's okay if it sets off. It's okay if it sets off an alarm. Yeah. Because let's say let's say that happens. Let's say boom, gunshot, Padme's dead. The robot self destructs, or it just turns off and falls down into the abyss below, never to be seen again. Think, smashed into a bajillion pieces. I'm, I'm of the perspective oh, that even that you would use a droid that you would know could be captured and that you would account for that. Like it would hmm. be a non, like I said, no serial number, nothing to connect anyone to anything. It's just a droid. You're like, I guess we'll never know who, you know, hired this droid. I think alarms are only really a concern if you've got like a backup plan, like if there's a secondary means of assassination yeah. that's going to be tried if this one fails or something. Yeah, and the alarm would just means that they know that she'd be dead that night, as opposed to the morning. Zam is really far away. The droid is removed from her as a delivery device for this assassination. It explodes, turns off whatever alarm goes off. That's fine. I mean, they tried to blow up the ship. Anyway, they already knew that there was going to be an assassination attempt. Whether or not the alarm was also, tripped I want to clarify, doesn't matter. Some people are saying, was the droid really expensive? Did she want to keep it? It's like, she fucking destroyed it herself. <laughs> she yeah, yeah. shoots it. Do um, you guys agree with that, by the way? Her shooting the droid to sort of, like, kill... The way the argument, uh, I, in case you say, like, maybe no, she should have shot Obi-Wan. Obi I would have shot Obi-Wan, yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, like, you know, in case... Like, if, if, if Obi-Wan is hanging on to the droid, maybe she thinks that, like... Um, people are following Obi-Wan. Obi My point is, like, Jedi can't fly. She shoots the droid, she kills Obi-Wan, as she's flying, you know, two birds. She knows that they're like... But if you just shoot it, he's dead. Besides, Obi-Wan's a, a, a bigger yeah, target. It's easier the to shoot him. The droid is alive. 
the droid she can shoot is the droid next. Yeah, she can always she can destroy the droid both. as well. She can get them both. Yeah. And 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 don't okay. you know? The, she definitely wants Obi Wan dead. She nearly kills him in the bar. Yeah, that's of what course. I would have yeah, done. No. Oh yeah, no, of course I, I know she wants Obi Wan dead. Absolutely. She <laughs> shoots him. He dies. Um, she shoots the robot. The evidence is just obliterated and now. scattered across the city. It's gone. Mm. Uh, now, and, and all of this is because you you have a droid that's programmed to when it has the cops hanging from it returns to you. Sorry, what? Oh, I guess that cut out. The uh, uh, but all of all of this the the fact we're even discussing what she shoots is because the droid she the droid with, didn't explode to begin with. Yeah, the droid yeah, yeah. returns to her with a cop hanging off of it. Wait, wait, you're saying yeah. that the droid should be spotted I mean, and programmed I, enough to yeah, not do I, that? I, I, well, yeah, I absolutely. I mean, I think it's programmed to just, uh, you know, uh, deliver, uh, flee, uh, flee when compromised, and um, yeah, that's about it. Um, but but and that would have worked again. That is just. You, you'd you'd think she'd have a yeah, video know, feed of the droid. You know again. how complex the droids in this universe are. I'm like again, this works. I. I was back to all right. Would would anyone have made that jump but Obi Wan? I mean, besides Anakin. The Anakin. point is, like, you know, <laughs> the other that's person my point. in the room. Yes, that's my mm-hmm. point. Would would uh would the Naboo captain have made the jump? It Wait, doesn't well, even matter. Who I was going to say it would be a contingency is, anyway, right? The, the droid being compromised is possible, whether or not Obi Wan and Anakin yeah. are there. What if it got like you know stunned, or like I don't know, a police flying car flies by and. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a I w- and it starts following it. Like if the four of us were planning an assassination with a droid, I'd be like, we should probably install a self-destruct. Like that's just yeah. the obvious. In fact, the self-destruct could be the very way we get the assassination done. Well, yeah, that could be the backup plan. It the tries to be a bomb. Compromised, it flies in and explodes. It's basically just a missile. Yeah. Hmm. And even if, if, even if it doesn't, even if it can't blow itself up, because someone's like. Someone said droids never self-terminate in Star Wars. In fact, they actively try to self-preserve. Oh, oh, oh. someone said, uh, "Gonna nitpick this much?" It's like so. No, this, this is not, is a, nitpick. not a nitpick. Not a nitpick. This allows Obi Wan to live. This allows them to get a lead on the assassins. This is big stuff. Mm. Yeah, and even if it didn't self, it doesn't have to self-terminate. It just turns off and it falls, and Obi Wan falls with it. I mean, like. The, what I was trying to say with the, the Jedi, like, again, they didn't account for the Jedi. They thought it was going much smoother. Like, what were the odds of um, a Jedi jumping on the droid? Like, uh, only a Jedi would fucking jump on a droid and, like, hold on the duration. Like, this, the odds of that happening are so fucking imminent. Like, would a cop jump on a droid and hang on till the end? I don't think so. Like, just a regular Naboo captain. Was, I'm not saying that excuses everything. I'm just saying, like, Several people are saying it's a nitpick. It's really not. How is this not a? This is an extremely important plot point. This is the 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 botched assassination of Padme before Luke before Luke and Leia have been born. By the way, right? <laughs> so if she dies here, the OT then... is dead. <laughs> I'm saying I'm wrong. What the fuck am I wrong with? This is this is like softball level <laughs> shit. Look, people. Look, what, what I will say is, I know EFAP Chat is a relative big fan of the prequels, and that is okay. All right. We're gonna. No, okay. We're gonna. No. <laughs> Shut up. <yeah. laughs> Sorry. Look, no, it's it's fine. We're gonna have it's to. Not a nitpick, but it's because it isn't a flaw. It isn't a flaw that uh... the assassin sends a robot that is then programmed when a cop is hanging off of it to return mm. directly back to the assassin. Are you fucking shitting me? 
<laughs> These people are insane. It's people okay. Insane. It's all right. So I might let the I might let the, the chat take that one. <laughs> the, 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 this um, I've, uh, I've I've basically my my defense of this. Um, again, I'll admit, like it's um, it's a questionable droid design to do that, but the odds of a Jedi jumping out the window and grabbing onto it and doesn't have know, to be a Jedi. No, that's my point. But the odds of that, I'm saying it's a, it's a it's a perfectly feasible way to assassinate someone. The assassins aren't stupid. Is what I'm trying it, to say. It feels uh, like say Jengafet's dumb. I will say Jengafet's dumb. I, uh, not for this, but he is dumb. The, uh, there are other. What are, so in conclusion, right? The the criticisms we have are one, the droid should have been equipped to blast her. Uh, I don't know why it's not, and that would be my criticism. There would be on the assassins. I'd be like, guys, are you stupid. Why did you not let the droid have a blaster? Uh, said there can be no mistakes this time. Yep, even yeah. that. So a second would, criticism would be, why can't it self-destruct? Uh, and again, that's directed at the assassins. I'd be like, Django, Zam, what are you guys doing? This droid should be able to self-destruct. Third would be, it's not set for protocols that when someone is jumping onto it, that it uh, does not return to send a slash explode. Like, that's weird. You guys should really program this stuff in. And then the last one, for now, is that uh, Zam doesn't shoot Obi-Wan. Also, fifth, why did Obi-Wan do this? Wouldn't he have been concerned about all the things we just brought up, or did he just know that this uh, droid well, would I mean, explode? He know, well, he knows, uh, I mean, he, I think Lucas tries to reinforce it with how casually Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan address this when Anakin actually picks him up. It's like, what took you so long? He was expecting to grab the droid, likely having grabbing, grabbed a similar droid before, like this is, they've done this before, um, very much implied by their dialogue. Um, and, but Obi-Wan yeah, could have been shot. I don't think I don't think it's fair to extrapolate that out to say they've been in this precise, similar situation before. I'm okay with uh, assuming like, I mean, that. I mean, Obi Wan could have been killed though. Like he said, this was his intention. Like he said, um, you know, I wanted this to be like another day at the the job for them. Like uh, I'm again, okay with he, that. Uh, Anakin was expecting yeah. him to follow him. He's like, what yeah. took you so long? He's like, yeah. that, that's a part of like trying to develop a sort of buddy cop uh, relationship between them, which I'm, I'm cool with, but, but yeah, Obi-Wan could have died. Yeah, Obi-Wan could have been shot by here. Zam and it's over. And, yeah. and there's the also the argument of... Blew up or turned off. And, and for why Obi-Wan like, jumped onto the droid, like expecting Anakin to follow him, I could also make the argument that like that's how Anakin would know where to find the droid, or where it was going, where the assassin would be, because he can sense Obi-Wan if he can't sense the droid, which we don't know if they can sense droids. I think, I wish they actually... That is a... a, a thing in star wars that i, I maybe chuck and yeah but anakin couldn't us. yeah but anakin couldn't sense obi-wan on mustafar when he was in the ship mm. that's, so, a good, that's a good point yeah i actually would agree with yeah, that I, I think that is a I flaw agree, of the Revenge yeah. of Sith. I would agree because um, Star Wars does seem to be pretty I, consistent on sensing each other as Jedi. It's the um, the one people yeah. often complain about is Vader not sensing would, Leia I, in A New Hope. I would, um, I would, uh, however, make the defense that he was more focused on Padme, and uh, he even says that um, Lucas said like he ran out from uh, to meet Padme on the the ship because he sensed her first, obviously, and he didn't want to her to walk in and see all those dead bodies, just the separatists lying around because it would it would, would have been horrifying. awkward. Would have been awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hard to explain. I can imagine yeah, him going like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" Cleaning up the bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like yeah. kicking, kicking them into one room. 
Yeah, yeah like, like he's trying to hold up the door of the closet and bodies are trying to <laughs> fall out. <laughs> like an arm he has to flop back in. Oh, God, what is... He I'm walks having... in, like, what are you doing? Oh, nothing, nothing. nothing. What are you... I feel like you, the, what you just said has triggered a memory of something. Someone trying to... Like a door with a load of bodies in it. What, are you, what am I thinking about? Uh, oh, that's really going to annoy me. I can visualize it completely, but I can't think of a maus- what... A mausoleum. A what? A mausoleum? No, no, no! Like an actual, th- a, a, a comedic moment in a in a TV show or a movie where they've got a bunch of bodies and they're trying to, like, the a door is coming <sighs> back and they have to hold it up and close it. What is what is that visual? Uh, on brain, I rely on you for someone, everything. Someone said Incredibles. Oh, that yeah, that's it. It's uh, it's Mrs. Incredible. That's what she does. This that's one to one. She she shoves a bunch of people into a into a thing i think and then like after it she like uh sighs i that, that, i'm pretty sure that does happen nice good job oh good job sean lord of the rigs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember that we've got to hide these orcs before gandalf gets here he's gonna be so pissed <laughs> anyway chris take it away uh that was Can our discussion on this scene on this scene this, this is yeah. so this is the thing Sorry. i feel like those are the points of contention with the scene let's see where he takes it he's worm just in time which leads to a chase the chase is okay even though it's a glossy video game like cgi environment that you just can't really take seriously and there's a part i don't actually mind the environment honestly yeah it's a space it's a futuristic space city you're right yeah it looks totally fine yeah i i have no issues at all with the way that it looks all right Uh, (laughs) you said you had issues with the chase was it only was it pertaining to the uh the uh, the car, the when they get in the cars as well. Sorry, the um, speeders. Part or was of it, it just the was just the the droid. Part of it. There's no way they would have been able to follow her with the amount of turns that they take, and with the scale of the city, and how much stuff's going around, and how much time they spend apart from each other. How they found no it from you have she shoots Obi Wan down. He's falling for a while. Anakin picks him up. So that's where they are. Think about that geographically. She's already been speeding off in a different direction in this city full of millions. It's it blows my mind that they were able to find her. Yeah, it's I think it's insanely contrived. There's no way they would have been able to find her, especially a supposedly skilled assassin. And for reference, if anybody, if anybody is going to make the claim that they can sense her, then why was Obi Wan like, "Great, you've lost her" when she went through the the little mm. shortcut? He wouldn't be saying that. He'd be like, "Wait, we sense her still. I can see that we're going to cut her off because I can sense her." Just quickly, is it worth pointing out that the Jedi leave, like, both of the Jedi leave Padme? The security like, detail arrives. Uh, yeah, they, they take yeah, the security no, come they, in they there. They mm. walk right in there and they, they snatch her up. That's fair enough. I think it's yeah. interesting that both of the Jedi are absent, though. Yeah, to uh, a degree, I agree, but I wouldn't... I, it's not, I, it's I, not a huge deal, but... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a flaw, but it raises a brow but i'm fine with How it fucking brutal would it have been if they leave the room chase zam and then Django bursts in just shoots dead all of the security detail and shoots padman <laughs> in the head or if the centipedes I have to get it like done you cut in half and they turn yeah. into two more centipedes then r2d2 has a mexican standoff with Django. duel <laughs> of the fates <laughs> it's like epic fucking music blow torch out and basically <laughs> It's well, they fire both have the blow torch so that's how they True. fight. They, they both it's like a big beam throwers. struggle. <laughs> They're just setting the bed on fire, the ceiling <laughs> on fire. <laughs> on fire. Oh. Anyway. 
Anakin oh, right, jumps Chris. out of a car and Obi-Wan is like, I hate when he does that. I mean, does that happen a lot where Anakin just jumps out of cars from like... No, okay, so I, being a reasonable human being, assume that Anakin does a lot of reckless shit and Obi-Wan is commenting on that. Yeah. Yeah. Not that he specifically he does, uh, jumps out of speeders in the middle of Coruscant regularly. Uh, I remember <laughs> the last time we were protecting the senator from an assassination <laughs> attempt and we grabbed onto the robot and then you chased me on the speeder and then I landed on your speeder <laughs> after I fell, after it was shot from on top of me and then we got back together and then you jumped off again after trying to land on it from further down. Oh, I hate, I it hate when it you when specifically do this thing. <laughs> it's a little I'm, bit I'm, 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 by the, what Obi-Wan just uh, did. I say a little bit, I, a lot undercut, but... That's fine. Like, really high places, plummets down Coruscant and lands perfectly on the enemy vehicle. Is that what Obi Wan hates that he does? Like, what is what does that actually mean? This Anakin chase eventually. Think, well, I think uh, I'm pretty sure he just means by that, like you know, he like jumping in without him. Uh, yeah, being really reckless. You know, being reckless. I mean, he, he does that. He does that to fucking Dooku later on. Yep. Yeah, he mm. is Anakin doing something. He he doesn't get Obi Wan's approval. He doesn't. You tell him the plan. He doesn't get the okay. He just does it. Which is what Obi Wan did with the droid. <gasps> oh yeah. my god! I hate it when he does that. <laughs> that's the other yeah, shot I mean, that like, I can it's say. More to that point, like Obi Wan is like kind of a hypocrite. I think that's like pretty much far as I, I, I saw something. I heard something in the. I always thought that like part of the reason Anakin's so frustrated with Obi Wan is that he's so quick to criticize him for being arrogant, this, this, that. Um, but Obi Wan has moments of being like reckless too. Like, yeah, I agree with it. Call that being like a victim of hubris or something. Well, I wish they would have addressed it in at least one line just to let me know it's on yeah. purpose because I never um, knew if it's well, on I purpose mean, or not. As far as I know, they don't ever like address that as a flaw of his. No um, one actually knows. No, um, Lucas uh, said so uh, in the commentary I just watched uh, when Yoda is talking, when they're talking about Anakin being. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, when. Uh, when uh, Obi-Wan is uh, questioning mm-hmm. Anakin's ready to Mace Windu and uh, to Yoda and they're, they're, like, he's saying like I'm not sure about Anakin and then uh, he says like I think he's arrogant and then when Yoda's like too sure of themselves they are and he's like even the older more experienced ones he actually looks with the intent Lucas said like originally like he looks he's pointing that out in Obi-Wan like, I actually that, know like, exactly you know, what you're talking about. I was going to bring it up when we were rewatching it today because I thought it was interesting. Okay. Uh, All right. Yoda does say even the older, more experienced ones and looks at Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan looks at him. The implication okay. being that Obi-Wan is reckless too. All right. Yeah. That is something. something. I, I'll agree with that. That's something. I remember All right. That. that was... Yeah. Yeah. All right. I kind of overlooked until like, just smooth for like 20 years and like was the first time I picked up Grant. It was the commentary, but like, yeah, it was... Yeah, I guess it was so subtle that... I didn't really notice it. I do wish there was more, but I'm glad that that's there. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. ...leads them to a Moss Eisley cantina-like club. There's one really good scene in here where Obi-Wan Jedi mind tricks a guy to stop being addicted to death sticks, whatever those are. That was a good scene. I like that. Once they capture this assassin... I would love to know why he liked it, just so I could learn more Mm -hmm. about... What is Chris? What's happening in Chris? <laughs> in the mind of Chris Duckman. You know, in the mind of Chris Duckman, why have we skipped so much about the plot and the characters and the scenes? And we get a we get a point about how he liked Sleaze Bagano <laughs> selling death sticks to Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi in the bar. You know, I mean, he's doing these once a month rags. Okay, he's got to rush this shit. It's, it's a really, really weird cool. thing to bring up. Yeah. 
I mean, I appreciate Sleazebag enough. Thanks, Sleazebag enough. I like to think that, oh my god, you know, canonically, Sleazebag enough might have had a legitimately better, happier ending than Jar Jar did. Well, is Jar Jar happy in his theoretical sequel ending? Do you think he's happy entertaining the uh, children? I I feel like Jar Jar, with all that he's been through with the Senate and where he's come from, he'd be like, I used to be a fucking general. I used to be a fucking war hero. I used to be True. a goddamn senator. I, I, I declared that Palpatine had emerged. Okay, maybe we won't talk about that. But it made sense at the time. And here I am in Theed, being a clown. All the adults hate me, <laughs> and the only people who like me are a bunch of fucking stupid children. What I'll say is I think he would have gotten quite a bit of fulfillment out of providing joy to the children. He would have been happy with but that. I think that says a lot about his mental capacity. Hey, man, children need entertainment too, okay? <sighs> Racist. And she is just about to tell them who hired her, and a toxic dart gets into her neck, and Django Fett blasts off from really far away. Now, if this guy is so on top of things that he can shoot this girl from however many yards away, why didn't he just assassinate Padme? That's not... right. Degrees of separation. Yes, exactly. Why didn't Palpatine just fucking strangle Padme in her own bed? I mean, it's, uh, Jesus, why is it? Dude, I'm picturing that. so fucking funny. She walks in. She yeah. wakes up to him saying, Unlimited power. The, the door opens, and then he does that spinny move. With his lands on her neck. I am the Senate. Um, oh, Goodness. So oh, it, much it, more efficient. Yeah. The best oh. version of his point is: if Django's so good at this, why didn't he do it? Degrees um, of separation. I, I think it makes a lot of sense that he was delineating in his assassin team to someone else, someone who, by the way, actually was successful in her first attempt. She unfortunately killed a decoy instead of the real yeah. one. Yeah, that wasn't her. That wasn't really on her. For yeah, you can't part. really blame um, her for that. Uh. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll have to see where he goes with this, because that's just not a point on its own. You would have known about this as well, Anomaly, but fucking Cosmonaut's point, where he repeats it, like, twice, where he thinks it's such a good point that <clears throat> there's several degrees of separation from Palpatine, that that's uh, a flaw, yeah. never explains why it's a flaw, just keeps saying it. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah. then. Uh, I guess that's a flaw. That was the, mm, that was the, that that was was the point in the video I did suicide, yeah. Damn. But you're still here. <laughs> Django Fett had been in there. He wouldn't have used worms. He fucking gave her the he worms. Gave her the... Yeah, Django gave her the worms. <laughs> what a strange sentence, first off. However, <laughs> listen, he, he gave him his tube full of worms. All right? There's nothing, nothing bad up. about that. That's yeah, so... There's nothing wrong about a thick meat cylinder full of... <laughs> I love I love the it's idea that, that why is it a meat cylinder now? I like the, it is because it's a thick cylinder full of meat. <laughs> meat cylinder. I don't meat think that that's is alive and wants to hold on. Bite you. When We're you, all very concerned about the, the meat cylinder. He wants the kids. Um, I, I just like the idea that Chris is like in Jago's quarter. He's like defending Jago. He's like, yeah, Jago never used worms. Jago's just really stressed. Like, yeah, I would never do that. Yeah, that'd be stupid. <laughs> why would I do that? He's just. <laughs> there's worms at his feet and he's trying to kick him away subtly yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're going in the closet too with all the dead worms. people <laughs> throw the worms in. 
He um, like adjusts his stance and a couple more tubes of worms fall out of his pack. He's, he's like, oh no. That's his thing. Worms are his thing. So on top of things that he can shoot this girl from however many yards away. Oh, and, as, and to adjust chat, um, do we know for sure that Zam blew up the ship, not Django? Zam says, I hit the ship, but it was a decoy. Yes. And um, uh, Liam said, you keep pausing Chris in strange ways. Welcome to EFAP. <laughs> Hello! I do feel like every time we cover a bigger personality for the first time, there's people in chat always who are like, hey, you're pausing them bad. It's like, this is, if ever it's your guy in any way, shape, or form, it's always going to feel that way. Well, we maybe the they shouldn't make videos where they can be paused awkwardly. Maybe <laughs> I thought you were going to say, don't make videos that can yeah, be paused. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't make videos. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe don't make videos. For, like, yeah, it don't make bad videos <gasps> it's like what um it's like what riley j dennis was um she uh, splices out all of the time in between sentences well that's the so classic you, vlogger style is, that's totally out of use it, now because that's it's ugh, that, like that's how youtube began was vloggers than that style of editing which is infuriating where they would just start talking as if they've just cut themselves to a different port of the... And you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? You sound like... They made fun of it in... Um, I can't remember whose animation it was. But they like had a little character that was jumping all around the room with every single jump cut. It was good shit. Someone probably knows yeah. what I'm referencing. You know, because of the nature of the video and how cameras work and you have as many takes as you want, you don't have to record yourself one sentence at a time and cut those apart into snippets mm -hmm. you could just practice two or three sentences and then just get a good take and use that oh liam said he just thought there were but, funny pauses not that they were like it's okay it's okay liam i was just no, addressing no, 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 it in case you? i love you liam it's fine he's a silly man. he's a silly man. good old liam why didn't he just assassinate Padme? No. I guarantee if Jango Fett had been in there, he wouldn't have used worms. First of all, he was there. Second of all, that he was his worms. I just find it funny. Yeah. <laughs> he, it's like, it's wrong on all of his points. Mm. I'm defending this movie because it's fucking wrong. Feels familiar, <laughs> it's fine. He said, like, no mistakes. The scenes done. that follow show us that George Lucas is using the same technique he did in Phantom. Give us information. People are just walking around in boring blue screen rooms in which they give us exposition and things we need. Okay, to you can't just say people talking oh, in yeah, a room okay. is bad. It's like, you gotta do better yeah. than that. Okay, first off, about them the armrests, <laughs> the real sin here are the armrests on that chair. Oh, those why are would you fucking? Why would you design a chair to where the armrests are so tiny and come up to basically a point? Yeah, your, your arm is sliding I, off them. By the way, I don't think they're high enough. To fit beneath the desk? Like, I feel like... You can't put your arm on the armrest and then slide it into the desk. Also, uh, I don't even know how you move that thing with how thick it is. It now might be attached. Yes, now, chat, now we're nitpicking. Now we're nitpicking, yeah. <laughs> this is, this is a nitpick. This is an evil bad chair. Do you think Palpatine <laughs> could have got away with all of this with uncomfortable arms? Yeah, I think he funny. did it like the same logic as the throne, the Iron Throne, where they say a, a king should never sit comfortably. Hmm. And someone said maybe it's not uh, for humanoid rags. Well, <laughs> it clearly is. <laughs> hey man, palpatism isn't necessarily a human. He could be a Glorkin. You don't know. Now I'm curious to go back to like the first scene with Palpatine because he was sitting in that chair and he did have his, his arms <laughs> on the armrest. We have to know. <laughs> um, and yeah, for reference, by the way, what are the like? Awesome first scenes of A New Hope when Obi-Wan's explaining the history of, like, the Jedi and Luke's, uh, fucking lineage, if you will, 
two guys in a room with exposition. Just saying. Just putting it out there. Just so you know, Chris. Yeah, we were just watching this before EFAP, and I never thought that there were too many scenes... If I was going to redo it, I might do them differently, but that's only in the execution. I, I think it's a shit criticism. I think most, if not all, I, movies have several scenes where two characters talk and there's exposition. Mm -hmm. I think that's a worthless criticism. You gotta give me a reason why it's bad. Explain to me to why what the good work. version of this point looks like. <laughs> okay, that's all I, I might be able to do that. I might be able to do that. Then Bear with me. This is top of the head, really trying to really it. trying to squeeze blood from a stone here. I would say that if they're going to use these places for exposition dumps or whatever he calls them, then this location in particular, and this this is going to be, I'll, I guess I'll expand into this fully because we're on the topic. The office of Palpatine, or some would like to say Palpatine's office, is... A, it's like it's weird CGI, but real prop chimera. It has real props that, based on the angle that they are in the room, will be CGI'd for a scene. Um, this is a very, very important location for this movie, but mostly for the next movie. It's a very, very important location. And I, I don't know why they didn't have this be an actual set in full. I think they should have I think he should have had this be a real set because it's very distracting how fake it looks, how obviously CGI it is for how much important stuff's happening here. Um someone's like it's a real set. Not always. Some <laughs> of it is a set. Some of it is a set. In this movie, nah. Not nah, ain't. Um, um the actually, somebody... yeah, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, like the like the chairs and the desk will be real. Um, sometimes like the the desks at the entrance, the chairs by the entrance it's, are going to be real. It's when they're you'd have to be specific to be able to forward. tell explain to people what you mean because I know a lot of people will be like, yes, it is real. There's lots of it that are, it's like there are specific portions of different angles that are like, wait a second, that doesn't. That yeah, doesn't let look me right. let me pull up. I've got it on my other monitor. Let me pull it up here because I know when we watched it the first time and here on the second time. It was really odd, and I showed Jay, and it, it you know, you, you call your attention to it, and it's odd. And the tracking for some of the, the stuff on the, very weird. So when you have a scene like this, I'll show it. This is the, the first, basically the first frame of them in the office in episode two, right? Like, okay, I don't know about the window. Like, the chair seems, you know, the chair, the desk, that seems legit. You know, some of the stuff is totally real. But then, as the... Like, depending on where you are in the angles, right? Like, when you're looking... I gotta, I gotta scroll a little bit to find this. It's when... Oh, wait, there it is. Oh, come back. Oh. Sorry, I'm scrolling a little bit here. This is... Because that's the thing. If there is a set... Because I believe some of it is more of a set depending on where you are. But this here, from this angle, looks really fake. So when but you're, the, 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 fa the, the fake part you're referring to is... Because you... Like, you're talking about where he was seat sitting in the last screenshot looks fake now. 
Yeah, the the first one looks real. The, the table, the chair, the other chairs. And then when you see it from this angle, it... They look very simple. Like, the if they looked like that as a set, then okay. But I could also fully believe that those are just almost like cell-shaded pieces in a um, CGI background sort of thing. Yeah, and these are mm. two completely different angles, right? Because you see the chairs in the foreground in the second picture. Those are they, those look legit. But the way that they like walk on the rug and it's the the way that a lot of this is because the especially when they're against the window. Obviously, the window is CGI. I grant that, but it stands out a lot when the window is CGI and their profile is cutting against that CGI window. And then it leads into the darker um, shades of the room behind them. It's an uh, it's a very oddly composed and constructed shot that makes it look very very artificial. Which, by the way, is okay. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's just, not a big hmm. deal. Just thought I'd bring it up. It's interesting. Your eye can be distracted well, by these things sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. distracting well, for me. It can make my eyes glaze over. Well, it's too slow. We'll say that. Um... Yeah. No, cool. What, what were you going to say, sorry? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, in, 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 to reinforce your point from before, Rags, about there being instances of uh, poor CGI, I will, I will say this much, like, Palpatine's outlook in Attack of the Clones is one of the instances, at least for this portion and, like, the first scene he was in with the Jedi. I will say that's the, the more poorly, poorly rendered bits of Coruscant, because, like, in Revenge of the Sith, that outlook looks so much fucking better. Well, like, like the I time here, it's not great. It's mm-hmm. it's how it it's how it's it's more how it's with the rest of the stuff in the shot, as okay. opposed to it individually being poorly done. Like, because it's so very prominently displayed here. Like in the second mm-hmm. image, it is the center of the essentially the center. I mean, the seat is the center of the shot. Ooh, thematic. But we also have the you know, the big window, it's the brightest thing. It's where most of the light's coming from. Even the shadows that's cast on the two is clearly coming from the back. And it your eyes are kind of drawn to it. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Oh, it's gone. The screen's gone black for me. Oh, no. Okay. There we go. Chris? To give us information. People are just walking around in this exposition and things we need to boring. know. That's all it is. Just a whole bunch of scenes of people walking around going. So that's a, that's a, let's, let's, let's address that now because you've said it. Uh, prequels are boring is not actually something I could associate with really at all. I'm like, um, I do not think you're boring. There's lots of them that get me engaged thinking about it. In fact, when we were watching it, uh, we were talking about lots of, of what a lot of the things in the scenes were meaning in terms of like how things are progressing and what they could mean. And um, of course, anyone anyone in chat would be like, "Well, you not finding it boring doesn't mean it's not boring for someone else." And it's like, no, I agree. I just think it's a lame thing that everyone tends to say if they don't like the prequels. It's like prequels are boring, and you're like, "Can you can you do other things?" Yeah, it's it's way too. It's just like, ugh. um, that's not to say I've never found any part of the prequels boring. Uh, I just mean describing the trilogy itself as boring. I'm just like, meh. I, 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 I disagree. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Can't. I wouldn't call. The trilogy as a whole boring. No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think. So. Mm-hmm. I think I find Phantom Menace very boring, but that's the most boringest one in my opinion. Yeah. But I would go as far as saying I don't actually find the this this 
I associate the Tatooine portion as boring in my head with, with Phantom Menace, but I don't think whenever I'm watching any particular scene and thinking about what's happening, I'm not necessarily bored. Uh, it's complicated, but yeah, I just, I'm not bored by the prequels, is kind of my point. Yeah, hot take, uh, I think the Jedi is the most... Sorry, what? Sorry? I said hot I didn't, I didn't take... Sorry, I said hot take. I think uh, Return of the Jedi is actually the most boring if I had to like pick one. It's the only Star Wars movie I've actually fallen asleep in. Oh, shit. Mm. Um, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and I do... counter hot take with I think the plot is pretty retarded in that film, especially the opening mm. and the Ewok stuff. And yet I find it all rather exciting. I'm never bored in Return of the Jedi. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know why. Um, Two instances where I fell asleep. I still love the movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, I I do adore Return of the Jedi. Um, I do hold it to be the worst of the six, though. Um, that is subject to change, but at the moment, that's where I that's where it ranks for me. Um, I would be curious to yeah, rewatch I, it to know exactly where I stand on it because I know there are problems yeah, and I haven't even seen it in a long time. So I, it's a good chance. Yeah, I could... worth uh, yeah. worth taking a look because uh, it's been a while since I've watched it. Bear in uh, mind, it's one of the reasons someone made Mace Dooku, by the way. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is a better one than this. Okay, let's appreciate this one first, though. That's that's wonderful. I want to show you. I had one ready that I forgot about, so I'm gonna post. So you have the idea of Mace Dooku. What do you do with that as a creator? Right. This is what they came up with. I feel like that's how a sword would look at me. <laughs> that's how a sword would feel. <laughs> yeah, I'm indifferent about this. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um. Someone said that because I because they were they showed me a, the the real set of Palpatine's office, which I totally believe that that there was a real set. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just in the second picture how it was how it looked. So I I sent him the picture in the film of why does it look so fake in this image, looking from the entrance towards the window, and they said they were lighting it. They were essentially lighting it in CG. Uh, And they said because the materials that they use for the set, plus lighting it in CG, so it didn't like match correctly, which would probably explain why it looks so uncannily fake to me. Because I can, again, I I believe that there's absolutely a set. I don't know how they botched it though. How would you explain this meme to someone with no context? Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Well, you see, it's it's Mace Dooku. Obviously. Don't you get it? <laughs> you know. You know. Right. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, what's this all about? Hmm. Well, I heard... So, Chris, summing up scenes as being like... Not a point. Give us a reference, yeah. buddy. Give us a reference. That There was a planet there once, but it seems to be struck from the records. I don't understand this. Why is that not important information, though? That's, that is important. <laughs> it's very relevant. That's, I mean, that's a scene that we're going to return to in the next film, for starters, in the room with the younglings. Uh, yes, that, yes, we will. That's a, that's a place we come back to. They're killed in the Jedi uh, Temple Council area, aren't They're... they? They're hiding behind the council chairs when Anakin does his thing. Oh, I thought they were in that. I've they were, no, they weren't in the youngling room. They mm. they went to the adult room, which is kind of even sadder, isn't it, that they hid there? Mm. 
Oh yeah, they thought that the council could be there to protect. Oh, and then the hologram wow, Kiati Mundi shows up, and he's like, "I can't actually do anything, guys." <laughs> Man, well, what about uh, the Atticus oh. attack on the younglings? <laughs> um, hmm. But yeah, you're gonna have to really sell me on this point because yeah, well, the... you can't convince me by just telling me because I don't believe it. I know I'm long man bad, but it's like whenever I make a point, I'm like, right, time to prove this shit and get loads of references. Time to actually convince people? Instead of being like, you know, I would explain this point, but I don't want to. I wonder who you can think I'm referencing with that one. No guesses? So Is it too obvious? Murders younglings. Listen, that scene never gets old. Just like the Too youngers. soon. Oh. Yoda and these younglings, please show us. The- oh, you did it magically. Thank you very much. That's that's very helpful. But there's just one what? thing that Lucas should have gotten right with this movie. It's the deep, dark unrest that's boiling inside of the character of Anakin. But he seems. To- I feel like that was pretty present. Yeah. Um, in fact, it may be a bit too much. I was going to say, like, my yeah. criticism of it let isn't him, whether him, or not it's let there. Him, let him, let him, let him run, go down the rabbit hole. Right. You'll see what he says. To confuse that with being a whiny brat, because that's all Anakin is in this entire movie. A um, I eyes more whiny in the third one. Listen, when your mother uh, gets is... dies in front of you and you go on a rampage killing people, I wouldn't describe that as whiny. No, <laughs> I think he is more whiny of a character in the third film than he is. Really, in the second. Rags. What scene are you referencing, Ragu? I am particularly referencing when he gets to become the youngest member of the Jedi Council Hmm. ever in history, and he's still whining and bitching because he hasn't been technically made a master yet. Mm. And even Obi-Wan's like, dude, you're the youngest Jedi to ever be put on the Council. Like, bad, take the W. And he's like, yeah, but I'm not a master. didn't get the right name tag. I agree with you. I just, uh, I, I'm just trying to weigh up the whininess of Anakin. In yeah, because clones are like, which is worse? Like, which is not worse? Which is, which is he more whiny? To be fair, I feel it more. In, yeah, go ahead. To be fair, we do have the he's overly critical. He never <laughs> listens, and it's like, man, this is whiny. <laughs> when he's talking to Padme yeah. while she's packing his yeah. suitcase. When that seems yeah, really weird because he just yeah. starts losing his marbles. Like they're just having a conversation, then he goes off on one. It's not fair. <laughs> Um, and he's really creepy as well. He is a bit a weird I, in that scene. It's um the Henry Rickford. So I'll say he doesn't get to vote on the councillor, it's honorary. Like, even then, like that's a huge deal. Like that's this should be like a a, a extremely proud accomplishment that you have. Like they have said they've given you an honorary seat on the council because of your accomplishments and all that, and it's such an incredibly young age. Like, man, wow, that's, oh, take the W, man. That's awesome. Tomorrow's another day. You, you you have so much more to work from all the time the rest of your life, and you've already made it this far so soon. Oh, and I think, like, he's one. Think he's one. Uh, the, way, the, the way I wanted to counter Chris, though, is that, like, that is, I think he's, that's not really a counter, because I'm pretty sure he says it. He says, like, he's basically saying, Lucas, why did you make Anakin so well? Like, people say, like, uh, Anakin comes across as like this whiny thing, this whiny person who just bitches all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what Lucas was going for. He's a he's an angsty, petulant. He basically said, uh, when Anakin when Hayden Christensen got the role, he's like, I want to play Darth Vader and I can't wait to be like this ultimate badass. And he's like, That's great, but uh you're not gonna mm. be playing that you need to um 
which I think is perfect, makes perfect sense from a character standpoint. Like I, I really didn't have a problem with Anakin, uh, you know, vicious team. He feels like he's being held back. Like his, his parents won't let him go to his, like, you know, the, the party next door or stay out after midnight or, you know, just something in real life to relate that sort of mentality to. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess we need more from Chris. This is like, is it that it, the whininess at all is bad or is it that he's too, too much of that and not enough of, I don't know, something a bit more serious. What a lot of people, I mean, well, Chris talked, but like what a lot of people, a lot of it, the, the anti-prequel videos I come across of, it's very service level. It's like, oh my God, we got like, we were, we were promised Darth Vader and we got like, Star Wars only especially, it's like, Vader is meant to be a badass and uh, we get Hayden Christensen. He's just so, such a whiny, irritating little asshole. Oh my God. And I'm like, so you didn't get the Darth Vader you were like you were hoping for. Instead, you got a different character who develops into Darth Vader. Like, so you know, what I mean, it's it's more of just like yeah, a, no, I'm, I'm okay with. He doesn't have to behave like Darth Vader before becoming Darth Vader. I understand that, but I think if someone was to try and, I know a lot of the arguments people make are like, I I, I don't want to see Vader as Anakin. I don't like that. Yeah. That's his history. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. Anyway, we'll we'll let him kick on, I suppose. Constant, never-ending complainer. He's overly critical. He never listens. He he does. It's not fair. In fairness, he doesn't spend all of his What's... scenes doing this. Yeah, this is sure. kind of a standout scene. What's really weird about this scene is that he pours this all out to Padme mm. after the, this is her... like the second scene together, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're kind of just having funny. a conversation uh, and then he just goes off on one. Yeah. I I mean they did um they they've been speaking for a while in between. It just, it, it, like, for example, it, so, like, um, you know, like, Anakin mentions off screen, like, uh, you know, uh, basically when Obi-Wan comes back up from wherever he was when they were waiting for the assassins to strike, uh, he basically says, like, oh, Padme covered the camera. She didn't like me watching. She didn't want us surveilling her. Uh, you know, she programmed R2 to once there's an issue. So they've obviously spoken off screen. And we can assume, like, they've spoken a lot, you know, we we see a snippet I, of it. We, they see it, I would, a lot on I don't know if I can assume they've been talking a lot. I would well. I mean, I mean for the sake of the audience, just have her pry it out instead of him spilling it. I suppose is what would be preferential for the flow of the conversation because it's the same energy as like say just like one of us. We're just having a chat, the four of us, and then Theo is just like, oh, I really hate like you know like fucking parents sometimes when they just they just don't let you use your laptop. Oh, because I was looking at porn once. Okay, we're all like, um... They're overly <laughs> critical, and they never listen. And you're like, oh man, oh, wow, this is... You, you've got some issues here, I guess. Like, like, uh... It just feels like it, mm-hmm. it, we needed... They needed to be together a little long. And, you know, what you can yeah. have is... is she, she could ask him, like, are you okay with this? You're going to be spending a long time away from your master. And then Anakin can say something very indicative, like, that doesn't sound so bad. And then she's like... Oh. And she can poke him until he ends up mm. spilling something that's quite like, oh shit. The way no, I would, the way I would pocket spaghetti everywhere. Uh, I mean, like, let, let's let's just back for a second. Up. Uh, I think you cut out. Go ahead. Hi, I'm back. I can hear you guys. Okay, cool. Hello. Um, yeah. So, uh, the the one scene we did see him together is like Obi Wan kind of emasculated Anakin, and then. When uh, Anakin tells her, like, you know, we need to do our duty sometimes and leave our pride behind, 
she's like, you've grown up. And then he's like, yeah, well, master everyone, manage not to see it. He talks, you, you hear the good about his relationship with everyone. And you also hear the bad. And um, I'm pretty sure that like, you know, he's, he's trying to show off to her. Obviously he's like, he's in the force in front of her. And he's like, you know, what? I'm really ahead of him. I'm ready for the trials. You know, I don't need to be babied. I, you know, I'm a man now, you know? And then he's like, she's like, don't try to grow up too fast. Mm-hmm. Like when she sees his ambition and you get the, uh, the, the contact. And um... I like someone, someone was clearly hit by the, um, by, by the auto cucumber. They said the portrayal of and I can in the Clone Wars series is better. And I can. <laughs> <laughs> the portrayal of and I can. Just a uh, fun oh, fact. Just... Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's like fun, fun fact. One thing I've maybe more requested to do other than come on EFAP by people who watch me is like, when are you going to go on EFAP? I'm like, oh, I'm lost. Gives me the call. Anyway, <laughs> the one thing I've been requested to do more than come on EFAP is to watch the Clone Wars. I still haven't done it. <laughs> I feel like you you are absolutely obligated to because it's so connected to the prequels. Well, we we can get um, away with saying no. We're allowed to. Um, yep. Oh, my my <laughs> argument for that is like people. There's an argument that says like the prequels are only good because of the Clone Wars. I'm like, yeah, well, that's bullshit. I'm looking for that. That's my. That's why I haven't done it. Yeah, that's fair. Like you're saying that you don't want to use the Clone Wars to defend the prequels. Yes, and uh, I I feel like if I watch them too, it might dilute my perception. Mm, maybe just trying to keep it. Yeah, well, because a lot of people, when, like, and I'm not accusing any specific person of this, okay, guys, chill out, but if someone was to say something like, Darth Maul's character is so thin, someone might respond, you haven't even seen the Clone Wars. Like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, I'm not... Why, no, I haven't. (laughs) Like, I... I mean, it it is... I I don't think it's a flaw. Hmm. No, that's the thing. We well, we we're on record with that one. We fought for Darth Maul quite a bit for some reason. <laughs> like I don't know why we were forced to defend Darth Maul, but hey, you never know. Damned. It's not fair. Obi Wan never lets me do this. Obi Wan never lets me do that. Also in this film, Anakin has major creeper face. Like every time, Padme's okay. Look, so we brought this up. It's not like every single scene. Like chill out. Yeah, yeah. it's twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does creep yeah. a face, but why do you make it I think sound it's twice? It's it's I if I was the director, I would have said, Anakin, don't look like a creepy stalker at the end of this scene, please. Please Maybe don't he was that. asked to look like a creepy stalker. I don't know. That's the thing. If I was the director, I, I wouldn't have I, looked like I don't think he's looking like I mean uh, he kind of gets that grin like I gotta watch the scene back, but I think he gets that grin on his face after she like why walks doesn't away. That link she doesn't like see it. Yeah, I always thought that was like, it. yeah. I mean, like I always saw it as like he was grinning as to like uh, he a bit, and she's like, oh, it's like uh, yeah, I, I, I saw that. I think I didn't see that. Like I don't know. I could, I could be. I gotta watch it again. But um, but there is a reason. I gotta. It's a long discussion. I'd rather not get into here because there's a lot to talk about regarding the dialogue. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's- <laughs> nearby, the guy looks like he's about to assault her. So Obi Wan. That's a reading, I guess. Uh, <laughs> okay. Don't think he I would never have thought well. Then sends Anakin on a journey with Padme to protect her alone. Now Jedi's apparently are forbidden to love, as this idea was introduced in Attack of the Clones. Jedi's can never. Be- I, so they forbidden to love. Were so is it just for clarification? Are they're forbidden to love? 
Or is it they can't like have a spouse? They have to be celibate. I think what that they're forbidden from romantic attachment is. I think what I thought it was, was like attachments income. in general, like well, developing attachment in general, no, which is incredibly silly if you ask me. But that's fine. Oh, I so mean, it's, it says that they're forbidden relationships because I just want to make sure now that we've got everyone here, and I'm sure chat will correct me or <laughs> tell me what the thing was. I just. Just making sure, getting it straight here. Yeah, see attachments. That's what I said. Look at Chad lighten up with attachments. They're encouraged to love. They can't have attachments. Can't own a person like marriage. Jedi are, in a way, encouraged to love. Jedi use the Force to jerk off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jedi are forbidden to discouraged from attachments, but but it's a set in stone loss. They're encouraged to love, but not to have attachments. That seems pretty difficult. Yeah, I don't know how you could love something without forming an attachment to it. I think that's Anakin's, like, trying to find loopholes in the logic. Um, uh, because he's trying, he, he doesn't, it's obviously he doesn't fully believe in the Jedi Code. And he's trying, he's, he obviously has romantic feelings for her. And he's sort of, a big part of him, him, his, that, a big part of him wants to play into that, wants to indulge in those feelings. So she doesn't want to, he doesn't want to shut down the, I can't have any, so, so he reframes it in a way that it, it, it still sounds like he's available to her. And I could probably phrase that better. But um, I think it's because they wanted to reject Anakin the Phantom Mass because of his attachment to his mother. I think it's pretty implied that, like, any and all attachment is bad. And even Yoda says, you know, look, tra- train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose, you know, because it plays into... The aspect of greed, which is the dark side. Um, I, you know, I and- don't agree with Yoda when he's. Maybe that's the point, but I don't agree with Yoda yeah. when he says fear of loss leads to the dark side. It gives Anakin mm. the worst possible advice. He just goes, "Just don't care, Lamau." I mean, <laughs> it's it's part of the Jedi training. Is not as I'm trying to say. like. Um, and uh, like he, when he says, "Like train yourself, like Obi videos," that, that could it's, that could pertain to Obi Wan. Clearly, have friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's really strange considering that, like, the bond between soldiers is, like, its own and unique thing with how strong it can be, and that's what makes a unit strong and, you know, powerful. Um, it, it is odd that, I like, I don't, sometimes I wonder what's supposed to be there as something that's good and what's supposed to be there that's there to be criticized. Um but I, I feel like it's not something that could work. Maybe that's the point. Um, yeah, I mean, it just seems like a strange direction I, I, to pull the Jedi philosophy in after the OT. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's worth a lot of length. But yeah, we should probably. Well, for sure, this is one of the most commonly discussed things to this day. We can only ever chip away at it, really, because I know a lot of people are definitively like, no, you don't understand it. What it means is this. <laughs> and then we're like, all right, all right. Dang, they can't. They, no, no love. That's bad. So, how are they supposed to fucking procreate? Like, what? Okay, well, they. I don't think they're, they don't well, I don't think they're supposed to. They don't right? have to procreate. Why would they have to procreate? Yeah. Yeah, Jedi are recruited, as far as I'm aware. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jedi, uh, it's, it's not a Jedi but, dynasty. Well, it's like it's like all it's all inbreeding. <laughs> like they're they're all Windus and Yodas. Oh, Habsburg Jedi. That's why, dude. That's why you got people like Kit Fisto. That's that's inbreeding right there. You get that's racist. <laughs> I've seen him. Swim. Um. 
I mean, like Qui-Gon carries around that metachlorian counter in case he finds a potential subject. And he even tells Shmi when he's in, when he's in Anakin's residence, he's like, had he been born in the Republic, we would have identified him earlier. Mm. So um, there must be, you know, in case they encounter a, a potential recruit, they, they always got to be observant, um, as I think that, that tells us. Oh, you so know I what? assume the Jedi. Jedi would be fine with a Jedi having a one-night stand or hiring a prostitute. I can't well, see why they any, but... would have uh, any I... reason to have any problem with that, really. I think the uh, the that's the point of getting them young and indoctrinating them so they don't really need to you know have those urges of go for a one night stand. Like or... you know, if Mace Windu headed to the brothel once every few nights, it's like who's gonna care, right? <laughs> who's gonna know? Who's gonna matter? It's fine. Like the Night's Watch is like <laughs> yeah, unironically yes. Like how they do that in Game of Thrones. The fact that the higher ups are aware of it, I would I would be surprised if Yoda was like yeah 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 I know I know it's fine. <laughs> Look. Mace, he just, he's a good man, and he just sometimes he's got a little steam to blow off, and that's fine. I feel like giving Yoda a lap dance would be difficult. <laughs> I feel like it would be easy, because you can just you can throw him around you. <laughs> Don't think that would be the same thing. It's like a roller coaster for Yoda. <laughs> oh, dude, Yoda would be the best lap dancer. He would, he would be, uh, he'd nail it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> What does that mean? How do Jedi's procreate if they can't love? They just look for people to breed with. Okay, right. you think about this Chris, for a second. So dumb. Chris, get yeah, dumb. How I, do you... I have several criticisms of what he's just said. <laughs> How can you procreate if you don't love? Oh boy, Chris. <laughs> Chris, you are you, you naive young <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, I remember when I was nine. How can you procreate oh. if you can't <laughs> you love? love? Like you have this idealistic version that all babies come from happy married families. <laughs> you don't understand why that one friend of yours only has a mom. You, you don't. It's just. Uh, it, mm. <laughs> um, but he's he's saying this as if they have to. Like this system can't work unless mm. they're procreating. Which I don't. Why is that the case? Why I think. My guess would be he was led to believe by the concept of midichlorians that uh, the, it's it all, is something... It's all bloodlines. It's, that, it's to do all... with your genes and bloodlines and stuff. Right. That'd be my guess. My sweet boy, that is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> this, no. by the way, this is why it frustrates us regularly on all EFAP when they're like, TLJ introduced the idea that so you can come from anywhere and be force-sensitive. Isn't that <laughs> crazy? Ugh. You create more of your kind. You your just find kind. people and teach them, I guess. You can never yes. have children, yeah. though. Yeah. Or maybe you're allowed to have children as long as you don't love your mate. <laughs> George Lucas. Oh, there you go. <laughs> he's uh, figured it out. Oh, he, 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 he does understand the concept. He oh. just he finds it deplorable, clearly. Seriously, just have to think about it for like a second and you'll get your answer. Well, I feel like so... he realized that he'd answered his question and now he's like ran mm -hmm. out of steam. Because he's yeah. like, oh, this makes sense, actually. Fuck. <laughs> I need to keep up the exasperation to make it look like it doesn't. Yeah. You're making everything awful with this writing. But we have to accept it because that's what George Lucas wrote. So Jedis are forbidden to love. So why would you send Anakin on basically the most romantic mission ever? In which they have... I don't think they intended for it to be romantic. I don't think that was yeah, the, the idea. No. The issue I have is how oblivious they are to mm. what should be kind of... But they're not. Kind of Remember, Obi-Wan is aware... Well, yeah, Obi-Wan knows. It, 
I think, gosh, now that I think about it, in my notes, I think I have it listed that people are really concerned about it. Like Mace yeah, Windu like says Captain something of about the it. Yoda does. Obi Wan. Yeah, Captain of the Guard. But no one does anything. I'll just go. Ah, I'll be fine. Uh, They'll be like, so yeah, I guess. What are we tackling here? Sorry. Um, uh, so the idea that it's uh, if if you if you are concerned as the Jedi that we shouldn't be forming strong attachments, then one of the last things you're going to want to do is square off Padme and Anakin. Now, the the counter to that might be they had no idea that these two were connecting, but it's like, well, but Obi-Wan definitely did. He even comments on it being a concern. Actually, uh, more to your point, um, there is actually an alternate scene of... Um, I think it takes place after... Because it's when Obi-Wan leaves. I'm not sure why Lucas cut it. Maybe because it was out of order, but um, Lucas had a scene where um, Obi-Wan sort of confides in Windu about the situation with Anakin and Padme, basically telling him your grievances. Um, it was deleted, and it was replaced with the the the, the one with Yoda on the, the, the floaty thing. Um, and it's as Obi-Wan is going out into his ship before he goes off to uh, Kamino. So they've already left at this point. I don't think it would have influenced much, but that was cut. Um, and I think what was uh, what the, happens in the scene though? What do they say? Basically, exactly what you what you had a problem with, like. Obi Wan knows, and Obi Wan is like to Windows, like, look, he's. It's more than just I don't think he's ready. He's, he's got a, a, a. He's he has a history with this girl. Like that, that's that exists. It's not like he didn't think of yeah, it. Despite the but acting, the, they clearly have a thing for each other. <laughs> what, are, what, is, no, what does what does Windows say? Um, I think there's excellent uh, character consistency. They sort of mesh together character wise. Anyway, um, but the um, not from an acting perspective, they're just, they yeah. are really terrible as a couple uh, 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 separate <laughs> topic uh, but like yeah um what's discussing though definitely what's discussing Wait, but what does mace um, windu say in response to obi-wan saying that basically said um he basically brings up the prophecy again and uh, i don't remember it beat for beat it's been a while since i've seen that scene but it does exist i, I highly suggest uh looking it up it's basically what I'm trying to say. Is like, it's not that Lucas didn't think of it; it's they thought of it and he cut it out. Uh, I think, and I think most likely because it was out of order. Because again, um, they've already left at this point. Obi Wan's leaving and going into his ship at this point. Yeah, it's not before they leave. Um, yeah, I mean, because uh, it, it it seems like Anakin is the worst possible choice out of all the Jedi. Yeah, well, I mean, like the mm. thing is though, um, like. Uh, Palpatine, the, one of the reasons, like Palpatine, like they, the Jedi weren't going to protect her. It was going to be uh, because they're spread thin. Palpatine suggested Obi Wan and Anakin because they were available. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get. Um, yeah. So the works. idea is like, who do, who do they send on the investigation, and who do they send to protect? The more experienced one is going to go on the investigation, and the apprentice is going to be kept with the. Uh, it's just quite brilliant to think about it. Like, uh, like he knew that they'd keep Anakin with and. In, yeah, I, I get that. Like, and for chapter two, I get that it was Palpatine's intention. Like, I get his plan and how he set that up. The fact is that it was it was accepted as the plan and done. That's the thing. Despite everyone, you know, having very important people having these very clear, you know, concerns about it. Yeah, like it's, it's, we idea. get that Palpatine wanted this. It's just that the Jedi yes. have to approve it. And they did, and it makes and me wonder did. why would they approve it when they have every reason. Like, the, if you were to look at the selection of Jedi, of which they have many in Coruscant as a result of who we see on Geonosis, 
uh, of all that you could send to look after pa Padme, if I was there, I'd be like, yeah, the one we probably shouldn't send is Anakin. Other than that, yeah, go nuts, send any of them. Yeah, literally I mean, anyone that is not Anakin. Like, uh, like, uh, and Obi-Wan brings up his concern. Yeah, shoot it down. They say he has exceptional skills. We think he's ready. Um, it was meant to be his like first assignments. But like, they figured, why not? He's already familiar with this. If person. he was unskilled uh, or skilled, that's, that's not really that, relevant. If anything, what I mean by familiar yeah. is in what I mean by familiar is in like you know he's already a fine job protecting her. Um, I feel like if anything, saying his skills are exceptional justifies sending them in like the other order almost. Like, do you think Anakin can handle oh, investigating the uh, you know Camino? Stuff. Oh, because Obi Wan is still a master. He still he still needs to get the more ex the the one for you know more more experience. I mean, well, the, the, honestly, is though, that a rule? if you t yeah, but if you were told there's two missions: one, defending um, a high value senator from assassinations; two, looking into where uh, a planet called Camino. Just looking into it. Which one of those sounds mm -hmm. more dangerous to you? Anyone can answer that. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's not, not really a matter itself. of danger. it's not really it's not really a matter of danger though anymore. I think it's a matter of like, you know, uh, uh, Anakin is a trainer. He can fend for himself. He can protect others, right? Um, Obi Wan has experience. He he has like, uh, that's one of the points. Of, I mean, Dex suggests that we can go into a conversation about that. I'm sure that uh, in the commentary, Lucas said like one of the reasons he uh, put Dex suggestion there is to show that Obi Wan has like context. Uh, to help with his, with his investigations and like stuff. Experience like experience and... Hmm. Wouldn't Anakin be able to access those contacts by talking with Obi-Wan? Because they would have correspondence with each other. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean just realistically speaking, like I think the, the Master should go on the investigation and the Apprentice should you know, have bodyguard duty, essentially. Um, I yeah. don't know. I think... Uh, I think you could send them either way, and Anakin's relationship right. with Padme makes sending them the way they did. Yeah, weird. plus you can reassign people. Blush. Yeah, like they they're willing. Off all concerns. They're willing to almost not even train the chosen one because they're worried about his connections, and now they're willing to essentially foster a connection. Questionable. Hmm. Yes. Anyway, pairs. Mm -hmm. Candlelight <laughs> dinners and sit by the fireplace and talk and have picnics in the most beautiful romantic location you could okay, possibly yeah, 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 imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and of course, Padme changes her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so first off, the Jedi didn't know that's what it was going to be about. Yeah, like, of course they wouldn't. Saying, it was a bodyguard. It, it, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, like he's. Oh, I mean, like he's the bodyguard, but like he doesn't know they're going to be like going on picnics and going. Of course, no, I, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. There's no yeah, way they could have known that they were planning to have picnics and. Cadillac yeah. discussions like that. they didn't expect. Uh, that. No, I don't know. Naboo seems like a really romantic place. Probably thought, you know, maybe they could be holed up in a palace in the Queen's Palace somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, necessarily, go, you know, they're yeah, they very go official to, and stuff. Well, this is the thing. If Yoda and Mace Windu had like video feed of them having the picnic in the far the the, the, the field, they'd probably be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, but, uh, let's remember, let's remember, it was her captain of the guard who specifically told Obi Wan that he was more concerned about her doing something. Than and he him. was right because she totally she she she's pushing for things to happen. It's very clear. So, like a lot of people are looking at this and going. Uh, uh, Oh, you mean like with 
the fact that even the captain of the god is concerned should be like enough for them yeah. to be like, oh shit. I, think, I always saw that as just um, you know, uh, Obi Wan knows his apprentice, and um, you know, Padme's personal bodyguard knows her uh, very well. So they're like, they're like, you know, I hope it's, it was, I've always thought it was one of those scenes. It's like, hey, I hope my kid doesn't cause a fight. Like, nah, I'm worried. I think my kid is the one most likely to get them get into trouble. So I don't know, sort of thing like that. I um, I don't I didn't read it like that at all. I think it's definitely yeah, they're, like they're both definitely worried, like they, especially because apparently them. senators can't uh, date people, right? Is that what she? I can't remember what she says. Senators, um, a senator. I think that's a specific. I think she was talking about specifically as a senator and you as a Jedi were no. too high profile. Uh, well, I mean, be... I think it's just uh, she's very ambitious, and I think it's just case of her being super ambitious and uh focused on her know, career devoted. like a real woman Whammy. but it's subtle i'm like me that's a good point i'm a senator you fuck anyway uh you said something about dresses i think picnics in the most beautiful romantic location you could possibly imagine oh and of course padme changes her outfit in like every single scene and her outfits get increasingly more revealing as the film goes on to the point where she basically looks like an exotic dancer she is asking for it from anakin but she's like no i can't do it so i commented that's on this table. He's so that's a make your impression <laughs> i i did I did comment on this, how she tends to wear rather revealing outfits when they're alone together. The one at the fire was kind of BDSM-y. <laughs> just, an, just, a, just an observation, is, is what I almost said. Just, just observing. She must have... Fact. Yeah, all of... all. I, I, I wonder how much of the film's budget was spent on her character's wardrobe, though. Um, because I'm a senator. Senators aren't allowed to do anything... That's not Senator Lee. Also, if Anakin is trying to not attract attention to himself yeah, as that. being Padme's bodyguard, wouldn't he try to hide the Padawan braid that he has that shows that he's still training under a Jedi? Is that a th- I, um, uh, I don't know. Can you cut that off? Well, I think he's allowed to cut it off, but I think he should like, uh, disguise it, it in some way. I think the issue here isn't his braid. It's her very conspicuous flamboyant outfits mm. all the time. Um, well, I mean... Was he trying to hide that he's a Jedi? Yeah. I guess there is a line for that. They, I were, can't remember. they were told to, you know, not use mainline transport or whatever. Right. Something along those lines, which implies a degree of, you know, below the know, radar. Man. I feel like the braid isn't going to be a huge thing that's going to, the- you know... The yeah. weirder one for me is that they get off a weird flying space bus thing, like with Obi Wan and a bunch of other like officials and Jedi people, and then just walk off to a ship to get on. Like anyone looking, I, I know it's not much, but anyone looking in that direction goes, "Oh, I guess that's where." I suppose your argument would be like, going. "Why go to the effort of using this piece of transport yeah. for inconspicuousness while being seen off by one of the Jedi peoples?" I guess. Yeah. The nature of that transport off was like a high profile like I thought it was just like a regular bus they took. They snuck her out of a building. I, I so I, I think I commented when we were watching it, I said, This is a nice bus. <laughs> <laughs> really? It is a nice I bus. I don't know it it is a nice bus. I don't know if it's supposed to be like Jedi specific or for senatorial business, but um it it was a nice bus. Alright, yeah, I think also, we can all agree on that. To, nice bus. Just to him, uh, sorry, more. Uh, it's okay, go ahead. Like, 
do do the assassins know that like well would would, a, would would an assassin know that he was guarding Padme? Like if, if they see a Jedi, they were like, okay, there's a Jedi there. What's important is that Padme is hooded up, which she mostly is. When she's, she's on the way to Naboo, she's hooded up. When she's in the isolated country, that's when she starts to sort of cut loose. Yeah, I suppose the argument is say. as much as he could hide the braid, like what are the odds of someone being looking at him and then going, Is that a braid? Is that a Padawan? Oh my yeah. goodness, a Padawan. There's like then what? Like, <gasps> I think I the Padawan braid's far from being the issue because I think you could question how many people know exactly what that is and what it symbolizes. Yeah. And then there's got to be some people out there with braids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just people, like, there's look, probably I, I, poses out there who just wear their hair uh, like Uncar that. Plut. Galactic law. Braids are forbidden. Uncar Plutt in his teenage years, loads of braids, and he's like, one quarter braid, please. And you're like, set well, up. You have to, like, if you're a guy, what if you're a species who doesn't have hair? Oh. You have to glue no it on. Padawan status for you. <laughs> glue it on. Yeah. Well, have you got? Has this species got pubic hair? I don't know. Space tape. It's like, oh, I've got a braid. Zip. Mm. Braid rights. It makes sense. Little synthetic ones you have to stick to the side of your head with like blue yeah. tack. I think it makes sense. Okay, you've not ex- you've not talked about enough in this film to have this reaction yet, Chris. Yeah. Please explain. Like this feels unwarranted. Your weird self force Someone... choke. Someone added me and said braids are really a thing that Jedi only do, and they show Padme with their braids. I'm like, how do, we don't think that. How, how have they concluded? I that? hope that was. I hope that was sarcastic. I can't tell in the text and how you've worded it, but we 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 know that the only people in the galaxy who don't we we know that braids exist outside of the Jedi order. I thought we said that. Yeah, I think that, that I think, is what we said. I think That's we're good with confused. That. That's All right, then. Confused. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. So Obi-Wan makes it to this planet Camino that he's been searching for. It seems to be almost entirely a water planet. It looks really cool. But when he gets there... It doesn't look cool at all. So what have, what have we missed? Have, have we skipped? <laughs> We've skipped a lot of movies. We skipped again. Oh yeah, they, he skipped the Sabadot too. We skipped... Oh man, uh no Sabadar. Yeah. Man, that was such uh, nonsense. No, if if droids can think they'd be in trouble, um missing planet, uh erasing Camino from the archives. Uh, uh da, 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 da. Oh, I have a note that it is a dick move from the Kaminoans not to have awnings on their landing True. pads with this how is, much it's yeah, rain. Absolutely. This is not a nitpick. This is very. This is this uh, tells me a lot about them as people. They like to feel superior. So when people are just drenched in their planet, they're like, "Oh, look at you! Look at you coming to us, us, the great and all-powerful Kaminoans." You uh. Well, at least he got his Jar Jar commentary out of the way after all he skipped. But you know, this is a long. This is a detailed discussion. I don't know, see, because this is what I mean, now I start to wonder how you construct these sorts of reviews, and do you watch the film, you make your criticisms, you look at your bullet points, and you knock out all the ones you just don't think matter as much as possible, and then you jump between the ones you have remaining and make your video? That's all I can assume mm-hmm. this is how this Aiming is made. to try and have focus, yeah, I guess that's what you'd do. Or do you think this is entirely from memory? I want to believe he watched this the film. Mem- Here's the thing, I think he... He clearly doesn't put work into his reviews. I think he just 
You don't need to say that thought. because he said that. Remember, oh. he, he he said um, we should be kinder to like filmmakers because without them, you know, we'd have nothing. Because all we, they spend up to years working on their work, while us, you know, us reviewers, we spend what two hours watching their thing and then half an hour making our commentary, and it's like revealing <laughs> 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 half an hour. I mean, it takes uh, what half an hour to record it, and then the editing is incredibly minimal. As you, you haven't even put clips in this video. It's it's mainly just screenshots. It's like, yeah, you in, nailed it. In just the time that I have spent writing the script so far for just the intro for my video, I could have made this video. Dude, nine minutes? Oh, that flies by with, with my scripts. I'm like, right, I want to talk about, you know, the word there. All right, or the. Let's uh, go over that first. Nine minutes past. Uh, is Anomaly back? No. Uh, then I'm going to use this uh, opportunity to use Lou, and I will return in just a moment. And Which leaves me and Theo. Let's talk about Buffy. I'm kidding. Uh, awnings. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about awnings, not Buffy. Rain planet. See, so this is a really serious crit. This is kind of what brings the prequels mm. down. You land your ships on Kamino. It's pretty much always raining there, apparently. It's just a rainy place, which, by the way, plot hole. If it always rained, eventually it would be a giant ball of water throughout the entire universe. Everyone knows that would be true. Well, we can see that because it's filling up. That's why there's water everywhere. That's actually true. It used to be just a city, but then they got cursed with constant Watch rain. Watch the film, Mola. <laughs> but lacking an awning for your guests? That means that they get rained on. when So they bring their umbrellas, of course, everyone does. They put them up. They walk to the to the place where they're going to be coming inside. Nobody lets their umbrella stay up while inside. It's bad luck. So they put it down, and boom, rain is on their head. Thanks, Kaminoians. What's that about? It's respectful, isn't it? I think it destroys the prequels. That very point. Yeah, my least favorite bit. I'm glad everyone agrees. <laughs> yeah, high five! Congratulations, we did everyone. It. We did. We did the thing. <laughs> Look at Chris, he looks so concerned and annoyed. He looks so <laughs> South Pole. <laughs> uh, Rags has gone to the toilet, so should we just... I'm just going to hit play, and hopefully we'll get a point to discuss. By the time he's back, he can give his input on them. Clone army that's been created under someone called Master Sypha Dias, this plot that's introduced, that's never really explored again. Ever. Alright, All right, let's discuss with knowledge of all the prequels and only the prequels, what exactly happened? Now, I'm going to do my best to see, go from what I understood, and then Anomaly you can sort of fill in the gaps if I've uh, fucked anything up. So, from what I understand, Sypho Diaz existed, and he didn't necessarily make this order. His The order was made in his name? Question mark? Is that true? Um, no, so from what the film tells us, uh, yeah, I, I have had this confirmed by like someone, like, Name's Angel. She's like my Discord, and she like gives me book knowledge from time to time. I was like, I appreciate that, but I can't really like use that. Um, but as far as I know, Cyber DS was real. By the because like uh, Obi Wan references Cyber DS as my master to the Kaminoans when he's just like you know because he was a Jedi master at the time, and he's like he's just referring to him as part of the Jedi. I'm pretty sure because then he goes back to the the Council and he references his like um, Master Cyber DS places order. He doesn't reference him. Did you let me ask you on first viewing? Did you think it was Qui Gon? Was oh yeah, definitely. I I, I came yeah, away that's, thinking that's, that's what he was referring to. I think it's because of the fact he said he died ten years ago, and I was like, oh, Qui Gon. Uh, yeah, that's what I was. That, that's what I think. But I was like, no, because that, that doesn't um, closer inspection and plus the. Um, that's what I originally thought, but he says almost ten years ago, which means like Palpatine 
got power 10 years ago. Almost 10 years ago means sometime shortly after that. Sure, yeah. Um, so it is, it is a little bit... Uh, I, I, like, I'm sorry, like, I understand the... Because I made the same mistake. All right. Um, it's a common thing. I but like... Um, yeah, so Cypher has placed the order, um, raised the, the archive of uh, the planets. Um, and I can believe that the Jedi didn't pick up on it because, like, Dex says, like, the Kamino ones keep to themselves. Like, everyone didn't know they were, they were cloners. It's like, unless the Jedi had business there, they wouldn't realize that it... Um, wouldn't that exists. be public knowledge, though? Because they, that's their deal with with whoever, right? They, they they make clones for people. That's their business. Yeah, that's how they... Yeah, that's their business. I imagine, I imagine it's not a very common business, though. I like, think that um, would be insanely cool. I don't know, man. Like, cloning? That's huge. Like, especially if you can make children in your own image. Like, wow. I mean, yeah, the one person they get as a template is the is the first person that says, hey, I want that, by the way. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, but, like, yeah, he placed the order for the army at the... Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, you I'll cut out? Go ahead and start over. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, so we know at the end of at the end, a lot of the reason why it's kept in the dark because of the twist at the end that like Count Dooku is Darth Tyrannus. That's why a lot of it's sort of like kept in the dark. And once you get that reveal, you're able to sort of piece it together, right? Uh, on a second one, um, most I, of it anyway. I'll admit some of it is a little bit vague. And even Lucas actually on the most recent, okay, off just get this out there. Like Lucas actually said in the most recent commentary I watched, which was the second one that I haven't watched before, um, just stuck out to me. He's like. Um, it, he intentionally kept most of it in the dark. Like he just didn't want to reveal it because he wanted to keep the mystery element of it intact, whilst hopefully providing enough details, enough little tidbits to make it make sense. Yeah. So, in terms of straightening it out, in terms of a timeline, Palpatine wants there to be a clone army to fight the droid army to just maintain a civil war, a galactic civil war. I follow that. So the plan is yeah. to get them started up on making clones for the Republic. But the Jedi were never going to sign off on that. At least that's what the Council say. So either Sifo-Dyas did it on his own, or they did it in his name. Now, either of those are technically fine, because he died. So, I don't know, that's just how that happened. And from then on, Count Dooku was the Cam- the Camino's contact, I'm guessing. He was like, he was like I'm Tyrannus, I- I'm okay with this too. It's all going as planned, thumbs up. So the first weird part for me is that over the decade of making the clones, the Kamino people never felt that they should contact the Republic or the Jedi when they think they're the people who've ordered this? That seems weird to me. That seems very bizarre. Zero contact about it at all. It's bizarre. And for people who are going to be like... No, 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 okay, okay. He said the army was for the Republic, not the Jedi. Um, and well, I, no, no, no. So I'm saying, just wanted to make it a secret. He wouldn't have told them to contact the Jedi. I'm, so they didn't. They, so they didn't contact the Republic outside of. Like and and they know that a Jedi ordered it, so they, you know those are the connections. I mean, like they had no. I mean, they did have no idea that Jess was killed. But again, like I imagine, you know, if you wanted to keep it a secret, Cybertius would have left him like contact instructions to give updates. And if it was for the Republic, meaning like the the Senate supposedly, or who's in charge of the Senate, who's going to get the call? Updating. Um, so that's he's the way I, I I but, highly but, doubt that no one else would know about this. Well, okay. Well, so wait, 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 wait. Let's, 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 it's okay. Let's is... let's test all these ideas out, right? So, first idea is that they did contact the Republic. It went straight to Palpatine, and Palpatine's been keeping it under wraps. So, when the Jedi find out about this, 
and they ask Palpatine, like, what the hell's going on? Is Palpatine going to pretend like he has no idea this thing existed and he didn't order it, or is he going to own up to that? And wouldn't that be uh, a bit of a dodgy thing? Like, oh shit, you were the one that knew about all of this and you didn't tell anyone? Point. Point. And of course, if he was um, to try and deny it, the, the, the records on Kamino would expose him, because they tell Obi-Wan pretty much anything he wants. Like, they, they just deliver all of the information to him. Um, that's a great point. Alright, yes, I guess that scraps my theory. And, um, and we have the... We have... And this is all kind of... I don't know if we've talked about it since I got back, but the whole idea that you could hide a planet, period, in this universe, I do not buy for a single second. I do not think it is possible to hide a planet from records in the Star Wars universe. I mean, it, well, he didn't delete it from all the records. He deleted it from the Jedi Archive. Oh, I suppose. Hmm. The Jedi that's like, to, that's like I down. deleted the Wikipedia page, yeah. but not off the rest of the internet. It seems kind of nonsense to me, especially because on the Jedi's weird space stone thingy, like all the effects of a planet still being there are still there. So, and at the very least from Dexter Jetster, we don't get, I don't think we get the idea that Camino is like completely hidden, like, like unknown from anyone. I mean, all right, let, let's approach. So, I mean, the planet wasn't hidden from everything then, uh, just the Jedi, and the Jedi didn't have business with. But they could uh, just Google it. Camino. I mean, like, never. No, what what well, was I mean, there? Was a colloquialism, you know, but like, why? So, what's the point of? So, they deleted it from the Jedi records, thinking that mm-hmm. it would do what? They didn't want, um, what's funny, like, they didn't want the Jedi to find out about it. How is that going to stop the Jedi from finding out? Yeah. If anything, that actually kind of adds suspicion. Hey, there's there's this planet that's supposed to exist, and it's been deleted from specifically our records. Um, And the fact that they've got stars being, well, things are being affected in that area as if there's a planet there, but there's clearly no planet there. And I find it amusing that Obi-Wan had to go to a bunch of children to just decide to, I'll go check out that area, I guess? Like, that seems to be the most logical thing to do anyway. With what the people of Kamino do as a business, with all of the people in the galaxy and all of the knowledge that they had, and besides, it was only deleted when the order was placed, right? Which was ten years ago? Yeah, like in so ten, all of the what a risky yeah, plan. So, like, so they all hope. of the tens of thousands of years that this planet existed, that that it's like what what did you say the analogy was? It's like deleting Australia off a map. Like that doesn't make it go away. Like there's still it's mm. all of, yeah like, all the connections it, it has. Hold on, there's with, still still planes flying here. Or whatever. Yeah, people know. still live there. They're still conducting businesses there. They're still taking orders there. They're still shipping out this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't think cloning is illegal. They're not trying to hide for that. They're, they're specifically trying to hide it from... Uh, well, the, the Jedi who placed the order wants to hide it from the Jedi Council. Um, not permanently, because obviously the Republic has to get wind of it at some point, but long enough for the thing to be created. And I suppose they thought the best way to prevent that from happening is to delete it from the archive of the Jedi. That doesn't mean that they didn't have dealings from other people. But what about the Senate? Didn't have the Jedi Senate would still know. How would the Senate not know about Camino as a planet? Yeah, like you, said, you think well, that, mean, is Camino in the Senate? Do they have representation there? Even if it doesn't, uh, like the Senate knows about Tatooine and places mm. like that. Yeah, well, I'm I'm, I'm suggesting that if they do have an ambassador there, then there's no fucking way they're keeping that secret. That's yeah. Um, I mean, they they, they uh, keep to themselves. I say, but like, 
That's a good point. Um, but they well, take I mean, orders for the highest buyer. Even a guy running a diner knows that. Yeah. Apparently, Camino's in the outer rim. All right. All right. I like. But still, with the the business that they do, with the technology that they have, yeah, I mean, they were able to. Yeah, it's it. I don't. And, and for the incredibly intelligent person who was like, oh, "Google didn't exist." Yeah, I, <laughs> I thank you for letting. Thank you for telling me. I, what I as, I dumb it down to rags is basically like they they wanted to keep it hidden long enough, um, for the for the for the clones to be ready, right? And then Pal, again, Palpatine uh, initiated the breadcrumb trail. Uh, that's I uh, I can. Help. So I think that if you're going to try and do that, you're going to have to give me a whole lot more than at some time somebody deleted a planet from the Jedi's records as if that actually makes the knowledge disappear when it doesn't. You have to give me more to convince me. I mean, me like, uh, like Obi-Wan didn't even know who the hell the Kaminoans were. It's like, who, who was I'm this? fine and with... Then- yeah, I'm, so I'm fine with Obi. Yeah, I'm fine with uh, Obi Wan not knowing off the top of his head what Camino is, but he goes to some, the first person he goes to does. Like this knowledge mm-hmm. isn't lost; it just got deleted from the Jedi's records. And if the Jedi just ask the Senate, or if they ask any other organization, like tell me about this planet Camino, they're like, oh, it's here. Yeah, I mean, he didn't even know it was Camino until he Dex identified the dot. Well, um, here's I. I know that that's what I said. I said um, I'm fine. I'm fine with Obi Wan not knowing off the top of his head every single planet that exists. That's fine if he hasn't heard of it. But I'm saying the knowledge doesn't go away if you delete it from specifically the Jedi records, because the first person he goes to, oh, that's a saber dart from Camino. Those Caminos. Let me tell you about them because I know. Hmm. You know, and um, it doesn't seem like he has specialist insider info or anything. He's just a person who knows stuff. I also take issue with the idea that Palpatine intended for the breadcrumb trail when it relies on Zam failing her job. I think it, uh, I think rather it it, it relied on uh, uh, Obi Wan and Anakin succeeding. Uh, Obi Wan. Well. Someone in chat said Obi Wan did ask. What's the problem, right? No, no, I'm fine with Obi Wan asking. That's. I don't think that you're listening to what I'm saying. Anything I'd say the the. Uh, in, uh, I think we're going a bit uh, muffled here. Um, I think Dex is a, con- is a is a separate conversation. I mean, it do- he does tie into this, but like who Dex is and where he came from—that's another. Let's just keep that separate for the moment. In regards to Palpatine doing the break, like Lucas even Lucas said on, in his audio commentary, like that was the reason he wants them to pick up the breadcrumb trail. So it relies on Anakin and Obi Wan succeeding. And again, the assassins didn't know what they were walking into with this, this, this second Wait. attempt because they didn't know that they were there. So it was more. It was, Jan- like did Django him. did Django deliberately leave the dot, or was that something he chose to do with Palpatine? Knew he would do. I mean, they they almost. I mean, they they sort of that. Excuse me. Um, they almost got got his name like from Zam, and then uh, Django yeah. lucked out. But, well, um, like, but if so, if so Django shot like... her with a blaster rifle instead, would that have been it? No leads. No, because I think it's we we talked about it very briefly in the rewatch. Okay, so Ken Kaneki we were... says the dot was on purpose. Yes, so the the problem with that for me means that Django is deliberately leaving a breadcrumb trail. Yes, so why does he try to kill Obi Wan twice? I don't know. Uh, Django Fett doesn't uh, really leave a breadcrumb trail. So he didn't. 
Okay. Basically, basically, I mean, some of this does rely on chance, obviously, but like Palpatine is putting the Jedi into the situation and he's putting the uh, bounty hunters at a disadvantage. Like, the bounty hunters aren't prepared for the Jedi. Once they attack, the Jedi are going to like thwart them, is Palpatine's mindset. And, uh, you know, uh, either, either capture them, interrogate and get info on Kamino, or, you know, hopefully just find their way there. Um, by other means of pursuing them. Um, now, again, I, 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 undoubtedly, some, some of it relies on chance. But again, he's giving the Jedi the advantage by you know hiring them in the first place. And not, I don't know, man. Uh, like, like, like Django has multiple ways of killing people that don't involve uh, things that can lead back to Kamino. Like Palpatine had to luck out that that Django used the the saber dart. I mean, like, yeah, it, it could have just been as simple as. Um, I mean, no, I wasn't entirely relying on that. Like, the Jedi did capture Sam. Um, and she could have spilled the beans on everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true, but... Well, she would have only been able to give up one link in the chain, thus the separation. Which, and, and he knew to go to Camino after this happened, so it wouldn't even really matter either way. Um, and, and, this, and what we're talking about now, is this about whether or not the, the saber dart was a, a massive fuck-up by Django, or that it was a Planned plan, by Palpatine, plan? to a degree. So the amount of things that have to go right are insane. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's let's just do both. Operating under the assumption, right? And just right. bear with yeah, me for this. Operating under yeah. the assumption that Jango Fett is in league with all of Palpatine's plans, or at least enough mm-hmm. that he wants to lead the Jedi to Kamino. Yeah, he knows the he goal. fires he that knows dart. The, he knows the goal. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm just I, saying, because a lot of people in chat seem to believe this is the case, so we'll just run with this one for a second. He fires that dart with the intention that the Jedi will find out it's from Kamino, because he wants them now to, they want the Jedi to now find the army, to know about them, to use them in the in the Civil War that's about to start. So it's like, okay. So then why is he so surprised that Obi-Wan is following him and meets him in Kamino to the point where he's trying to murder him several times, and he's like, fucking go away, Jedi person, yeah. I hate you. And he has to, says, we have to leave when he does arrive. Jedi arrives, I have to leave now. Also, when Obi-Wan does arrive on Kamino, the minister's assistant says, we've been expecting you. Does that mean him specifically, Obi-Wan, or, uh, or just the Jedi? They've been or expecting a Jedi, For ten years? I mean, if they're just growing this is what we can infer, though. If their business is growing clones and supervising clones and, like, you know, making growth-accelerated soldiers and whatnot, um, like, I'd imagine they, uh, you know, 10 years is a pretty short space of time for them, more or less. I, 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 no. Time, no, no. time so, is linear. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah I mean, time, still, like, time still passes second by second for What everybody. I mean by that is, like, you know, like, maybe, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta... Like in a scale, it, like it, a, a, I mean, like, let's just. I mean, like, oh, no, I no, like mean, if like, a Camino would oh, to be a thousand years, then what's ten years? That's that's my point. All right, but, I I get what your point is. But if I we don't lived, think it's a good one. If we live to a thousand, and I and Rags was like, I'm gonna come see you at some point. I'm like, cool, and I just play video games for ten years, and he finally arrives. I'm like, I was expecting you. I don't know, it seems awkward. To yeah, me. like <laughs> still, we all still live our lives day by day, minute by minute. Of course. I would so, be concerned. I don't even years. know. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Imagine to make the clones and make a profit off the clones. Have to um, 
finish the job, meaning they have to finish multiple jobs to profit, meaning they have to be alive for an extensive per- period of time. Sure. Um, However, I always, mean, at first glance from like watching as a kid, I was like, that was my mindset. It was like, wow, these guys must live for a long time if they were just, if they thought 10 years was just like a, uh, someone being mildly late. Um, yeah, to them, at least from their perspective. Um, but the, yeah, the so- idea that, like the in, like the quote, yeah, it's like Chase, we were beginning to think you weren't coming. Holy like, shit. <laughs> you're at the point where you have invested all of the time and the effort and the money into creating a clone army. You let it go ten years before you confirm with the, the person whose group they came from. Is this still are we still good? Like you'd hope that at least yeah. Cole. Like yeah, let's just say I mean, Rags ordered artwork on behalf of EFAP. And like they were like, yeah, we'll deliver it soon. Then Rags keels over and dies, but they they just carry on making it, and they don't contact me for a decade. It is it. I the I the thing is that the overall point is that it is bizarre that they will go this massive amount of time and just carry on no contacts to the point where they were getting worried that somebody wouldn't pick up their. Not their not their prescription, you know, not their notebook from Office Depot, their clone army, and plus all of the accompanying equipment, the tanks and mm. all that stuff, which I assume were the Kaminoans as well. I always wondered about that. I was like, you make the, the, the clones and their armor, I guess, but um, then you got this technology. Yeah, the dropships and the, all that stuff, yeah. Hmm. The clones so are kind of weird, but they... But... Sure, I guess. Someone said they were paid. Who cares? What? Um, <laughs> oh, come okay, on. So, where did so the finances came from? Uh, the, I, I, so, uh, we presume Count Dooku, I guess. Count Dooku. So he can fund the army himself, or did he take cis money to do separatist it? money? I don't know. In which way, so hang on, got... surely they would need to trace this shit. The Republic would be like, who paid for this, by the way? And then if they yeah, go, the, Tyrannus did, they'd be like, the who's Tyrannus? Issue. And, and if, they, if they're like, oh, Tyrannus, he's this old dude who walks around with, like, a cape, and then Obi-Wan is like, wait, is it this guy? And they hold up a picture of Count Dooku, and they're like, yep, that's him. And be like, holy fuck, this guy paid for the army we're using to fight him. Something fishy's going on here. Hmm. Um, and if... And if they weren't pay, someone said, "What if the Kaminoans were in on the whole thing?" They so seemed that's... remarkably oblivious to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, they act. So I think that the Kaminoans, in terms of my notes, for them, we've got the. Let me let me scroll here. Um, why it? Because one of my notes is, why do the Kaminoans not wonder? Why does it not baffle the Kaminoans that Obi-Wan and Jango aren't totally on the same page? Yeah, yeah. So like, you have... Obi-Wan shows up, and he's, like, trying to get answers from Jango. And the uh, Kaminoans in the room. The minister's assistant is there. And she's watching this exchange. It must be bizarre that they are not... The template for the army totally and the people who purchased the army have never met. Like, what the fuck? Mm. So I, I su- mean, so do the Kaminoans know? I mean, that's a, that's a, the way I, mean, I that could be the case. They don't you, know and they don't are, care based on that scene specifically. You, but I would be, though, like I mean, the conversation between 
Obi-Wan and Jango. Sorry, just to clarify. Yeah, go for it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm asking a question. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was I was totally zoned out. Could you say that one more time? I was like in, a, in another world right there. I mean, you're saying like you watch the conversation and Obi-Wan and Jango had have this conversation and like neither one knows who the other one is. Uh, like, what, what, which part of the conversation are you specifically referencing that the Kamino one should be surprised at, Rags? At, let's see, I've got it here that, do, do, let me try to find it. So, Obi-Wan asks where, let me pull it up so I get it right. A lot of people are saying the Kaminoans are in on it. There's just no reference to that in the prequel it, movies at all. Yeah, it makes more sense that they are, I think, because otherwise... Apparently it's revealed like, in the Clone Wars that they're completely on oh, Darth Sidious' side. But again, like, so, why wouldn't that be in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't Here's you put that thing. in the movie? Why yeah, do they act like, so oblivious to everything going on? Because that would explain why my notes... Because my notes assumed they weren't because there was nothing in the film that... Like, if I... Because if they were, that seems like a huge plot point that they were in on it. And also, mm. if they were in on it, then now Wait. there are people out there, more people who know... Darth Morak what said Kamino is not in on it. The Clone Wars is wrong canon. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Uh, this is why you don't bring in extra material. Look, um, Dex says that uh, you know the Kaminoans are mostly keep to themselves, and how friendly they are depends on how much money you have, essentially. So it could really just be as simple as you know it's not their business; they don't get involved. Uh, I yeah, I kind know? of sort of assumed that as long as you paid them in all that stuff, they would just clone people for you. They have the facilities well, for this. Again, the, the the bizarreness of all this is, like, I get commissioned to make a video reviewing fucking, I don't know, Jingle All The Way by Rags, and then someone turns up on behalf of Rags, after Rags has died, to tell me I need to make it very comedic. I'm like, okay. And then ten years later, when the review is done, <laughs> I don't know why I took that long, but fuck it, uh, someone turns up to marvel at my review, and I'm like, yeah, and then they're like, comedic? Why, why comedic? And I'm like, um... It's weird that you wouldn't know that. Anyway, all of it is so awkward. That, like, it's just like, wait, who knows what? And why is everybody acting like all of this is really smooth when there's loads of questions? We haven't even asked the, the, the other big question, by the way, which is that Django is like, he's hired by Count Dooku to be the template for an army that he ends up having to fight against. Is, is he not very confused? That Jango Fett has to fight against. Yeah, the clones arrive so, in. Uh, uh, oh wait, he's dead right before they arrive. That's yeah, kind of funny, actually. He's just a bounty hunter, like the the, the but, Republic. But like he works for Count Dooku, so the fact that Obi Wan turns up to marvel at an army that he knows he's aligned against so isn't that odd? You have. Uh, I kind of lost me with that more. Okay, so. Uh, Obi-Wan turns up to appreciate his army, and, and I think there's even a line from Django where he's like, do you like, you know, your your soldiers or whatever? He's like, do you, do you appreciate the work? Um, so he knows that they're for Obi-Wan and the quote-unquote bad guys from his POV because he works for Count Dooku. So why isn't that really weird to him, that he's the template for an army that's being made for people he's fighting? He doesn't, um, are you saying Obi-Wan knows that's 
I'm, I'm suggesting that Count there should be probably a scene where Django's like, hey, Count Dooku, how come you've paid for and used me to create an army for people that we're trying to defeat? That's on my notes as well, yeah. I feel like there should be a scene there, because that's... I don't, I don't really think Jenga Fett cares, though. He's a, he's, a, he's a bounty hunter. Really? He's, he's a gun fighter, I think he might. Yeah, he I mean... Cared enough, he cared enough to get a clone specifically to be his son. Maybe, again, that's, that's, that's just him, like... Wanting, so he's clearly to a degree he wants. He, I don't want to say sentimental, but you know he's take he, he's not just taking advantage of it, but he's doing so in a very personal way. Uh, like I do, you, do you think I I think the film would would definitely benefit from a conversation between Dooku and yeah, Django totally. And I, it would happened. totally help me believe all of this because it's very like strange. That, that, and like the that, reason. The reason you don't is because you're not meant to know Dooku's Darth Tyrannus. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, yeah, it could benefit from a few things, but there's a reason why certain things were not done. It was meant to be a surprise to the audience at the very end. Loads of people um, saying he wouldn't care. Why wouldn't he care? Yeah, that it seems weirder to not care. Maybe he did. Maybe he was curious, but like uh, he just didn't. Just he's again bounty hunter, gun for hire, take your money, shut your mouth, sort of thing. Like. Like, but you, I'm, you can. I'm on that side of the fence regarding that. You know, like the the scene I'm picturing, right? He's like, "I'm going to hire you to become the template for these clones," and Django's like, "Whoa!" And then he finds out while he's there, all from Dooku, these clones are going to be used by the Republic to fight our army. It's like, uh, it's not our army. It's a, the Separatist army is the droids. But it, that's, it, that's it, it, it's not a Separatist, though. He's existing for hire. He's independent. He's there. Him and, as, I he mean, even look sad when Django dies. Yeah, like yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a good pickup. Um, then that probably personally probably had a, a somewhat of a uh, an associate. I mean, again, Dooku hired him ten years ago for the, and they're still yeah, together. So that means that there's clearly they got you know, I mean that I think that's that that shows that there's something there. I mean, like, dude, guys, he doesn't have to believe. Okay, wait. He doesn't have to believe in the separatist ideals to give a shit that they're supplying people for them to fight against. That's a weird thing. There's mm -hmm. no way you don't question that. You're like, okay, it's like I don't know. Fucking Rags is hired to teach a bunch of people how to shoot guns, and it turns out it's Paif. And we're like, wait, Rags, why are you teaching Paif <laughs> how to do that? And then you're like, hmm, well, who well, cares? It doesn't matter. He got care for the job. I just like this is this seems yeah, weird. Like, why? And and if you want to argue, which you, by the way, you can, that Django was told that this is a part of a plan that he's just not allowed to know about, or that it's it's beyond his pay grade. I would have loved that scene. Someone, uh, I, it, it's been said a number of times to an odd degree. Just because your occupation is bounty hunter doesn't mean you turn into a cold, unfeeling robot who only pays about, only cares about money and nothing else. That's kind of ridiculous uh um also this whole thing that i said nine-year-olds don't love their mothers really is pretty <laughs> don't believe that's not my ever said i mean look maybe again we can we can assume they maybe had that conversation maybe dooku reassured this is, him this is what i mean there's just yeah, it, i wish we had more and, and you know maintaining yeah, the secrety of dooku i still think oh, we can pull that off while having these pieces Let's say Attack of the Clones. People say Attack of the Clones' biggest weakness is the acting. Oh, I disagree. I think Attack of the Clones' biggest weakness is uh, the uh, the uh, connective tissue that is absent for some of, like, you know, it... it, 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 it I think that's fair. Yeah. 
lot of uh, connective tissue that isn't there or that was cut, uh, regrettably. Um, people say, like, George Lucas doesn't understand romance and the romance is terrible. Make, uh, uh, people would guarantee you that a large people in chat that would argue that, like, the best scenes of the romance were cut <laughs> because of... Um, but... Um, I will, I will say just to, just as thing, cause, um, it was when you, you asked what in the conversation would kind of clue the Kaminoans off if, cause the, 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 the movie doesn't ever say that the Kaminoans are in on it. They seem to be aloof. Like they're I just know, doing I, the I, job. Oh, I, yeah. I'm, that this, it's just theory and it, I'm seeing if it makes sense. So you uh, asked for an example. I think like the big example was when Obi Wan asks for Jang asks Django if he's ever met a Tyrannus or Zyphidius. Yeah. yeah. And Django says no. Yeah, he says so I was I was Zyphid hired by a man named Tyrannus, which is interesting to say the least. Yeah, uh, he say who he was hired what it, for like if obi-wan yeah, was like um, tyrannus uh hey long neck people who's tyrannus and then what happens then uh what are they gonna do go uh, he's just a guy he's like hey have you got anything on record that i can see or know about him because obviously i'm in league with him if i've ordered these clones that should be fine it's just weird that i've never heard of him do you mind giving me more information on him and if they're like no they would start and... getting real suspicious wouldn't it so it was Zyphidius who went to Django as the clone blueprint template? No, no. Well, he never met him, right? Well, Django said he didn't meet Zy. I'm just trying to get my name straight. So did was Zyphidius the one who got Django to be the template? No, that was that was, or was that Dooku using Tyrannus' name? Okay. Uh, yeah. So Zyphidius... Was the person who commissioned the army, right? Yes, that's the that's so, what they say. So that means that Django never heard of the person who ordered the army to be made, which even is if, really even strange. Template. That's the connection that really was super well, see, odd. I think we've highlighted several strange things. Mm. Um, um, I mean, like uh, Tyrannus, and we all agree, though. Like in the books, like uh, you guys know that. Zyphidius and Darth Thrawn's two separate people, right? Like, that's, we're not, like... That Zyphidius, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, that's why I was asking mm -hmm. for the clarification to get it straight, yeah, which yeah. is why it's so yeah. odd that the person who was used at the template doesn't know who Zyphidius is. Someone just asked yeah. as well, how do you order this shit without having a template as well? Like, do you, you order mm -hmm. it and then you're like, I'm sending someone who will talk about the template, I guess. I guess that would be like, uh, yeah, later down the line we'll discuss the I'm... template. But that suggests to a closer working relationship in this whole thing. And I'm wondering, how can you only talk to two people and that's enough people to talk to to get an army made? Well, yeah. but see, the, like idea, that the idea that the nightmare. The idea that the Camino people are in a total in league with the Separatists actually fixes a lot about this, but that's it just does. never said or, or proven in yeah. any way in the prequels. That does, mm. it, it does, it, it clears up some of the notes that I have. But we don't. That's why I've never even considered that being a thing in this movie because it's not like something that even occurred. to I me still that they think because they just come across as. I still think the money trail leave. is huge on this. Like the Jedi yeah. could expose exactly what the fuck's going on. Yeah, but I guess if they're in on it, um, and 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 this would clear up the Order sixty six thing. How they were programmed to have Order sixty six in them. 
Yeah, I agree with that. So that would so it makes sense that the Kaminoans are in on it. Yes. I wish. So there you go. There I wish it was anything just to imply that. It'll, like in the third movie, have a scene that's really ominous with the Kaminoans. Um. Yeah. Uh, that's the problem with this whole thing. Is it's a big a... murky cloud of stuff that does like, a bit of a long time. Doesn't fit to. I think we start with the Well. We're, we're, the reason we just did all of that is discuss, is discussing the entirety of the clones' order and creation and secrecy, right? He's about to cover that as well. I feel like what we've gone over is the biggest sort of murky issues. I'm not sure what he's going to complain about, but I guess we'll find out. Um, and yeah, I want to clarify, by the way, this is so much of a better position to be in than what we get in the sequels, where there's just impossibilities and that's it. Yeah. Uh, there's a. This is why we can have this discussion here, and we can bring up stuff happening and scenes and characters and factions. I think it's really poorly done here, but there's something to talk about. Like oh. I like there's something here. Let us return no. to Christopher. Uh, Actually, somehow this clone army is being created with no one knowing about it. He just shows up at this random planet, they expect him, and now they have a clone army of CGI clone troopers that, by the way, are completely CGI, as just stated. Not a single human clone trooper was used in this movie. Okay. I... Uh, okay. Um... You... You you were me, or... Okay, well, so so the first like... point you made was that um, no one knows about it. So let's let's go with the idea that they're creating these clones without any connections to anything ever. There's no reason why anyone would find out about these clones, uh, because you'd have to go there and inspect the areas to find that they're being made. Um, the question we had was that how come there was no contact from Camino to the Republic when they've been waiting for them for like a decade, and that uh, that's where the connection started, and that they were with a guy from a Jedi Council. You'd think... That we're risking a lot by having them not do any, like hoping they don't contact anybody for a decade. However, that's expunged by the idea that they're full-on separatists, which I actually now believe that that should totally have been really put into the yes. third movie. I I feel like if I was going to argue that they were, I would have a lot more stuff as evidence. But I feel like I would have to really oh, point yeah. that out to people. I'm picturing like a scene where the Kaminoans are like complaining to Sidious about how this was never a good plan and that there's so much death and carnage and that the order for these, you know, to generate a false civil war has gone way too far and they right. and then he like kills them or something. Or if they said you only or like we were talking about with Jay, um, you only ordered like a like a like a national guard, a protection force. You only ordered like a, a small bunch. We didn't. You. It wasn't supposed to ever get this big. You told us it would never get this out of control. You just said make some clones to cause a scene. That yeah, like false flags or some shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it it certainly makes the Kaminoans more interesting. And if wait, if the Kaminoans were never a part of the Republic in the first place, what's their grievance with the Republic? Yeah, shouldn't I guess they shrug? Again, I was about to argue that they, I guess they were paid, but again, where, why isn't there a paper trail for the Jedi to follow? Mm. Their position, uh, um, they're very much, they very much to me seem to be framed as a neutral party by the film. Like, they're just some random clone yeah, in the outer realm who are doing their thing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not on the side of uh, they're separatists. I think they really are neutral. 
Hmm. So that's what the film just... seems to be trying. I, I guess that's what the film's trying to tell us, but it makes more sense that they would be on side with the separatists. I, yeah. It, what's, what's interesting. I went into this conversation, not thinking, not even thinking of this as a possibility. Now I'm sort of convinced of it. Anomaly who does a lot of prequel stuff isn't. And there's a lot of weird, there's still a lot of shaky ground either way. This is the murky cloud. I that think is the that's prequel. sort of, <laughs> sort of, it's a mess. Yeah. Um, but there's something there. That's the thing we can dig for these nuggets. There ain't no nuggets in the sequels. Oh, there's nuggets. They're big stinky ones. Oh God. Still oh no. They're the nuggets of their movie. Bob's McNuggets. No. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, as as for what he's saying about the CGI of the clones, I do think it was a mistake to not have a number of the suits made, especially for close-ups. Um, it adds in a real component, like much like um, you know, m- monster props and just props, real stuff in general. It has that real feeling to it. If you had clones yeah. that were real, you didn't have to have their face because they'd have the helmets on. Um, the only argument that can get purported is to make them look consistent, uh, but then it's like, yeah, but they look—they didn't age fantastically. Yeah, they no. look. Yeah, they don't look good. Um, sometimes they're passable, but having close-ups of clones for the—you know—when they're really close to the camera, I, it makes them feel more real, um, and it will look better. Um, question. Sorry. Uh, did you guys actually like when you first saw? <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, actually, wait one second. I'll clear my throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Good old coffee. Um, shit didn't work. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so the when you first saw when you uh, how how many times have you guys each seen Attack of Clones? Just just ballpark it to me, like. Uh, three. Ooh, ooh. Wait, three. you you do mean in total across all of time, three, right? Your whole life. Your whole life. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're looking we're looking at some high numbers for me. Uh, okay, I mean, it's I've, three or four total. At least three for me, but that's counting like start to finish watches. Not I watched all the, the clips and a all whole the... couple of times when I was younger. I'm looking at probably at least twelve. The thing is, I would actually put them on in the background while doing other things because I, I was I was happy with the prequels myself when I was a young tism. Um, I, I probably watched them like Tiger Clone time like fucking two hundred times or something. But the third now. one was anyway. definitely my favorite. <laughs> I, was like, the, I remember getting the DVD for Revenge of the Sith and being so happy. I know, so right? As, as someone as someone who's seen Attack of the Clones so much, is this discussion about the Kaminoans might have been in on it the whole time? Is it like? Changing your religion? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's not the point I was trying to make. Clear. Like, I, I pushed that. Revenge of the Sith. Just, I, pushed, I, I was pushing that Revenge of the Sith DVD on people. Like, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this. anyway. Um, when did you guys realize that all the clones were CGI in 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 the prequel in Attack of the Clones? Anyway, because I didn't realize until I watched this motherfucker's review when I was I, something. I don't know. I, I, I can't, can't answer that question. So I, I don't. I don't, I don't remember if I uh, ever yeah. realized the they were. Yeah, I was. Well, I was really young when it came out, and I watched it when it came out. So I was a little kid, and I was viewing the world through a little kid's lens. So I, 
I'm not sure. I want to say the second time I saw it, because I was not, in fact, a little kid then, but I, I couldn't verify that. Yeah, but okay. Well, yeah, well, the point I'm trying to get at is like you know every you know that's that's an interesting fact. Like all the CGI coins were CGI great, but I'm like that, that's not something I I don't think I I'm confident in saying like I don't think it's something anyone picked up on in their first couple of watches that every single clone was a, a CGI trooper. I imagine someone you know. I, I think that's a fair comment to make. Uh, and this is sort of ties in with the whole like he's complaining about this, and I'm like, eh. I mean, I, I, it's not a complaint for me. And so much as, like, what I went earlier about having a couple for, like, really close-up shots and everything. I'm not, it's like, if I was making a review of these one day, which I might do, I don't know. I wouldn't say this is a problem with the film, that it's bad for the film. I would say, I think they should have done this. I think it would have been better if they did this. But none of my, like, I wouldn't take off any marks from the film for not doing it. Oh. I think the visual aspect of the film's fairly important, so I'd probably I'd touch on it as an issue where I tell like So I agree. I wouldn't use the clones as my go to examples. I might use okay. the close up pan across the front of them, like the end. Uh when they're looking okay. uh, one's first seeing them, I guess. Yeah, I, I remember last when I watched it just recently. I didn't that that shot. I did not like at all. I don't. I don't know. These are the kind of things where once expand, you take a screenshot people. and we look at it for a while, it could be that it degrades really mm. rapidly. You know. Yeah, because I know when we were watching it, there were a lot of st- we never even commented on the CGI clones. When we commented on CGI, it was a composition. I go. A lot of I technical go. Aspect I go straight to the back of Yoda's head after. He- after the in the beginning area when yeah, yeah when I referenced uh, yeah that's, that's the one I that's those like and the as, I as I think you were trying to get on the the compositing so like people on green screens that are placed into scenes can look really awkward sometimes especially when zoomed in that they like it's a it's like a shot of them is quite tight but there's like a there's tisms around them because they've been placed into a background that's not there or whatever there's a lot of that that I can sometimes spot and I feel like the more we progress the better the way better they've gotten at doing that like like someone could be on an exclusively fake background these days and it's really hard like like mm-hmm. marvel movies tend to be pretty damn yeah. good at it um the new star wars movies funnily enough though the, 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 the exception being like leia when they tried to get <laughs> yeah like her compositing was awkward as fuck because they had to like have her move in ways that she wasn't doing and they couldn't ask her to you know talking <laughs> in rogue yeah. one looked a bit like a video game as well yes was, yeah yeah God. um i liked video but... game talking but I'd say when it comes to CGI, a lot of it's technical stuff, but a lot of it is creative decision-making kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like, why is why is this CGI? Why is that not... Well, maybe not why is that not. That's not often a thing you have to have for these. But in terms of uh, some of the characters when they move around, um, the, the, the Django one in the factory is the... It's the one that always kind of comes to my head first of why did you CGI that you had the suit? Yeah. Yeah, and then we find out that there might have been some severe limitations on set or production in some way, shape, or form that forced them to do it. We're just sitting there like, really? Did it really? And also, like, even in my notes, I added one 
Django shoots fire at Mace Windu on the balcony at Geonosis, I think I think he's CGI in that. And all he's really doing is he's just flamethrowing. So why not just have the flames be CGI and have the Django be real? Yeah. Just um, it's stuff like that, you know. Hmm. A big misconception people have. Like I saw one guy comment on it, uh Afro three thousand or whatever his name was. You can call that out. Says, uh, says um uh Lucas didn't film a single clone uh, because of pure laziness. He said you laziness and like that's I don't, so I, don't I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that laziness is a good explanation for that. Yeah. Honestly, I still I still believe the idea that he wanted them to have a unifying look and that they could reflect the show that they were going to be seeing. Yeah, that makes more sense. And besides, it's not like Lucas would be the one making the suit. It's not about laziness. Like, I don't want to. All he needs to do is pay people to make them. So, yeah, it's not about laziness. If anything, surely it makes it easier because when he's filming, he can actually see them and move them and tell people what to do instead of being like, "So the clones will be here." I think (laughs) they will be saying this. Mm Someone asked, Rags, why did they CGI Iron Man suit in Endgame? Why didn't they make it practical? All right, so um, where to begin? Wait, how, how does that have anything to do with this? Try again. You're gonna. You're going to have to. I think Th- that there's a whole bunch of reasons. So, just want yeah. to clarify with people. Did you know that uh, Iron Man has nanotechnology, meaning it can spread all over him and back into a little compartment? Clones cannot do that, actually. I know it's a big shock, but they can't. Um, if you're dealing with someone who can do that, it's going to be really hard to do that practically. Uh, secondly, the suit forms around him, making it look like a fucking like a muscle suit as opposed to the robotic-like one. Um, and it's like they, they had, I think, the, um, the 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 torso portion of it. I think because he's described it in interviews as wearing like a uh, American football sort of like armor. So that was practical, and then they built around it, um, which which again, makes a lot more sense considering his arms and legs have loads of effects coming out of them. So why not make it? And also, I I want you to try and make a practical version of Iron Man suit. You probably can't. Well, they uh, they did have it do all the things. That, well, have Iron it do Man all the one. things that it does. But every time it does anything, it's of course CGI exactly, slash special yes. effects. Um, whereas you can go and you can buy very high quality stormtrooper outfits yourself, it's not complicated. Yeah, Iron Man's a little it's bit more complicated than your average clone trooper armor outside. in terms of what it's going to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. As if we're explaining this because we we have fun. I don't know why we. Yeah, we, it's yeah, it's, it's fine. That's right. the thing. Uh, so, the clones are what they actually do is they move around. They're not superhuman. They are. They're walking around. They're shooting guns. They're you know, sitting down, standing up, very simple stuff that a person in a suit can do. Because they are just people in suits, essentially. Um, Rags, I want you to make an make a practical clone trooper army. So again, this is a this is a strange fundamental misunderstanding on your part. So I have no idea where you got this idea that I said the entire army grand galactic army of the Republic needed to be practical. I said specifically they should have made a couple. They should have made some for close up shots. That, that I remember you saying that, and now I remember yeah. you saying it once yeah. again. Yes, I, I think they should, but you know, fuck it. Uh, definitely, I definitely think they should actually make galactic warships, real ones, and then <laughs> film those as they sail through they space. Bring on, they bring Ian McDiarmid to, to the set, and they're like, we need you to fire lightning at all those real ships we have up there. He's like, I, I can't do that. They're like, do it. 
You're playing Palpatine. <laughs> but you did it before, and he's like, no, those were special effects. <laughs> like, oh. Rags, if you can't do it, the film can't be expected to. <laughs> um, I think that I think chat. You know that this is becoming my favorite iteration of chat. You know that you know that Pepe meme where it's just bashing an anime person. Yeah, I see that right now with Rags and chat. Rags is just bashing the <laughs> PFAP chat with a hammer. Like, stop it. <laughs> I if if I Rags can't do it, criticism. how can you expect the film to do it? Oh yeah. I want you to apply that criticism to any movie that you ever have any flaw with. <laughs> it's not even like okay. Anyway, let's Chris. Uh, Chris, take it away, uh, buddy. Oh boy, one. And I cannot go without mentioning the Haynes possibly the most stilted romantic dialogue these ears have ever heard. I hate Sam. I first off, I don't believe that the most stilted romantic dialogue those ears have ever heard is <laughs> from a movie. Uh, that was an Got insult it. if you didn't get it, guys. Rough yeah, and irritating. And it gets everywhere. The accents and inflections in these people's voices in this movie. Now, similar to Anakin's growing dark feelings, another important thing that really needs to sell in this movie is the romance between Padme and Anakin. And it just doesn't because it's so stale. Their first. Uh, yeah, I'm willing to agree. I, I don't agree. believe their I romance. Agree. Can I have some clips, though? Yeah. Just sell it to me. Well, I mean, it. I wasn't going to touch on the whole romance, just this particular scene. Yeah. I was going to when he said, like, what, what is with the uh, the inflections in people's voices? Now, there is a quote from George. Yeah. A quote from him. Basically, I want to switch Discord. Anyway. Um, Digging through it. Basically, if I can't find it, I'll just paraphrase it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... mm-hmm. uh, okay, well, basically, paraphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Lucas has gone on record saying it's it's not accidental. It's deliberately camped. Uh, taken from a 1930s matinee style of uh, acting. He said method acting didn't come into play um, until the 1950s. And many people, that's like the modern style of acting and directing. Uh, but he says, like, uh, I prefer the the Attack of the Clones, specifically, was an homage to, like, 1930s uh, campiness or, or melodrama, so to speak. So that's why they talk and act so in a certain way. They're so being told this. Oh, I'm not bad on purpose, but I'm just poking at there's it. a reason why they're acting the way they're acting. Um, I think that being kind of kicks to... the can down the road. Yeah, that, doesn't that just make us yeah. then decide that that 1930s-tisms, whether or not they're good? If if all the argument is, is it's like this other thing. It's like, so what is this other thing? Do we think this other thing uh, needs work? Because, you know, the, the the typical way we judge acting is just how much, like, humans are they behaving like, which is why a lot of argument credence goes to the people saying, hey, Anakin is a person who's grown up on a distant desert planet with no experience really with women and then a monolithic Jedi order that are against attachment. So does that explain his awkward attempts at expressing himself? Which I actually think is a stronger argument than it's like 1930s stuff. Yeah, it doesn't come across... sweet talking Padme when he was a kid. Hmm. 
I, I, like, it doesn't come across as intentionally trying to be its own style. It comes across as bad. Hmm. Well, it, doesn't, well, it doesn't seem to fit. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out how it doesn't seem to fit its itself, really. Um, it, yeah, okay. it, okay. Like, I feel like if you're going to do something in the style of like the 1930s, it should be accented or it should be obvious because if you do a bad version of a different style it's indistinguishable from just being bad on its own that makes sense like if you try to do like it's like trying to do an impression of someone but you're really bad at it so people just think you're talking in a weird voice and they want to know what's wrong with you I mean, like you could uh, the, the argument I would say is more appropriate than Lucas is a bad director because he got what he wanted. Um, I would say that there is a, a communication barrier with the style he used. Like he, uh, using a 1930s style doesn't translate well into which I'm, I'm not entirely against, by the way, because uh, I think some scenes do work and some did. Um, did make Ryan... him a good director to get what yeah. he wanted? Did. Is Ryan Johnson a good director because he got what he wanted with The Last Jedi? What, from a writing standpoint? Or, I'm talking about from directing. any standpoint. From directing. I mean, is is he a good director because he got what he wanted? That's... What? <laughs> and I mean, that, that's not what I meant. I mean, like, uh, okay. Lucas had... And sure. uh, what, what grounds are we judging it on? Like, like you know, people say that uh, these, these actors are bad. This is bad. Um, I, I, let me just say, I, I, I see why, like, I get it, why people would think mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm saying is, and and just I continue, like what you said more about Anakin being like, um, that's the argument I usually lead with, but I was really just responding to um, Anakin's background being, and 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 Padme's background too. A lot of people sleep on Padme history as a character. That's the argument I would leave with primarily, but I was specifically responding to why why stuff is like why are these act like as actors having these weird inflections in their voices and stuff. Um, I'm saying that's I was responding to that specifically. That uh, there's a bit of campiness and overly melodrama in how they pronounce their lines. That is very much deli- uh, Rick Wally is be- way better way better at uh, showing this great video on it that. Explain it better than I ever did, but um, so isn't melodrama like delivery campion melodramatic? Yeah, isn't melodrama like extra exaggerated? It's extra dramatic. Because I I feel like I wouldn't describe the acting, a lot of the acting, especially in terms of their romance, as melodramatic. The part where he goes nuts when she's wearing the BDSM outfit is probably what I would call melodrama. When he's like, you're in my very soul, tormenting me. It's like, whoa. I would say that part. It thinks it's Shakespeare and it's very upsetting to watch. Yeah. No, see that's that's actually that's actually where I draw the line. Uh, the reason I have an issue with that fireplace scene, I think it starts off well enough, and then in the middle it turns, it crosses the line to Shakespeare. And like I've heard Lucas's commentary, I've heard what his intent was, everything, and I'm like, I still watch that with that context, that extra context, and I'm like, no, nah, it's still it's too jarring because we're going into you know, it doesn't feel, it feels like I'm in another universe now. I feel like I'm in Star Wars. It feels like um, there is such a thing as going too far. I'll say that much. Um, it's kind of weird because. 
the the dialogue criticism I've seen would be like the characters just speak what's on their mind, like broadly for the PT, right? Which is kind of weird because in that scene, there's an intentional attempt to like dress up their words and have it not be them just speaking the content of their minds deliberately and exactly. And yeah, it's just, um, it feels like it swings too far in the opposite direction. I don't know. Strange. It doesn't feel relatable. Doesn't like feel they don't like feel like real people. Say. Yeah. Um, I don't, they don't come across as real people. But for the opposite reason, I, I'd say they usually don't feel like real people. I say it. I say it's relatable. Uh, acting aside, um, that's. I was talking about the acting when it comes to Lucas's directing style and what he referenced. Um, mm-hmm. That's a great disagree on that. In terms of the characters' writing and how they act, and when I'm like, but I have no problem with the sand quote. Being perfectly honest, in context, they're like two characters come from completely different worlds. And Adme's on her planet. She's describing her upbringing as a child. He leads with that line because he's reminded of his own childhood. Like and then it sort of transitions awkward kiss. Lucas himself has said was he references it that he references it as an awkward scene. Um, that sort of planted the scenes for like uh, like that kiss was like the going that far was like the trigger for like the snowball effect. Things sort of just snowball from there. Like they tried to sort of get away from it, but they just persisted, and um, it would always come back to can we do this? Um. It's it's all again. It was all from the comments, so it's a long discussion. But like, um, I for the most sorry, go. So if we're talking about like the sand line is you know infamous at this point, and I reference it. Sorry, I well you you talked about their upbringing and how she's talking about her you know her upbringing and that's what leads into the sand line. And she talks about how they go to the beach and she's like, and he's like, man, I hate sand. I thought that's what you were talking about by. More or less. I mean, yeah, yeah, in terms of, yeah, go ahead. No, go, go, go. I, I don't think that's. I don't know how to feel about the sand line. I don't hate it as much as it's hated. Yeah, uh, I don't hate the sand line. It makes sense that he has a big problem with sand because of Tatooine, right? It would have been annoying as hell. And then I would have reworded his hatred for sand. It's just, yeah, it's a little clunky in delivery, but it totally makes sense that something you bring up, and he's trying to make conversation, right? And he's awkward. Yeah. This is why I think there is credence to, to these things. There is something to the argument that Anakin doesn't quite know how to speak to grills. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I'm not excusing everything, though. Like, that's well, not what I'm getting at. I don't excuse Maybe. the five. Like I said, that's right. Maybe it's that it doesn't come across as in-universe awkward. It comes across as, like, meta-awkward, if that makes any sense. I think that's how I classify it, yeah. It's not treated by the camera as if it's awkward, I guess. I think it works perfectly fine in universe. Um, And actually, just another fun fact, like, uh, I... Actually, no, don't worry about it. I'll I'll, I'll put that to bed, actually. (laughs) All right. All right. I don't want to go on a tangent. When it comes to the notes for this scene, I think I, I think the big thing was it's really weird that they kiss at all, considering the last time we saw them talking was just like, like just a moment ago. She was berating him in a really weird way in front of everyone else in the palace. 
Makes Anakin question, seem a bit side, creepy to me again, I guess. Which which side were you on in, 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 for that? I know what scene you're referring to. Um, and she sort of like does what Obi-Wan did and like uh, emasculates him in front of people. Like, keeps... I think she was wrong. That's so why. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I actually, go. she annoys me every time she does that. <laughs> like, screw you. It's, it it uh, definitely, I think that she's absolutely in the wrong. And if I was writing that, the the way that he relents to it, when he's in the right and he needs to make that clear and he needs to say, the Senate, the Jedi have put me in charge of your protection. My, like, my presence here is not ceremonial. And his, I have a job his input do. is important. I am in charge of your security. <clears throat> if I'm being asked for my opinion, damn it, woman, I'm going to give it. Yeah, like, she clear. doesn't have priority over him. In fact, that's very much proven when <clears throat> he drags it a tattooing. So. <laughs> well, she, 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 she says you'll come along. I think him standing up for himself a bit more there in a slightly different manner, from my perspective at least, would do a lot to solve the mess that I think Anakin in this film is. He does, yeah, uh, he does fight for himself scene, a little bit. It, he does a little, but then he gives up and he shouldn't have. Yeah. And and this scene could have been Padme saying like a little bit of an apology. Yes. And that could have been a little bit of a back and forth that they have, and he's like, no, I, yeah, like he I could, understand he could have been like... you're you're worried for your life. There's so much on your mind. It, it's don't don't worry about it. It's fine. We're, we're past that. And then romance blossoms. However, it's that ain't what we got. So that was a, that was a lot cut from the romance. So like a lot of people say some of the best scenes were cut. But here's the thing, like those cut scenes like show Padme's family, and I'm kinda glad they were cut because I think that raises more questions uh, regarding Anna can cut the family of the Tuscan Raiders. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, like uh what was I going with this? I had a problem. Had it and I lost it. I mean, it's okay. We're discussing the whole dialogue romance situation because Chris is bringing it up, which is fair. Let's see how he talks about it. Yes, there's no chemistry. And one of the reasons the kiss doesn't work is because never once in the film has Padme even remotely hinted at reciprocating Anakin's creeper love. And now Lucas continues to prove how excellent he is at choosing child actors because he hired this person to play Boba Fett. Is your father here? Yep. Um, I is that that's not enough for me to go on. Yeah. May we see no. Him? Sure. Okay. What? What's what's wrong? What's wrong with, what's wrong with that? Let's see what that's say. Let's see what that's say. Trust me. I don't even have the energy to go into that right now. No, don't cosmo me. No, don't cosmo me. Point it out. You just cosmoed. You can't do this. You can't not explain your point. Don't leave me wanting more, Chris. <sighs> and not delivering. Um, yeah, I think... Go for it. Go, go, go. I think that line is fine. I'm the, I'm the oldest of four. Been around kids a whole lot. Uh... I that that never came across to me as something a kid wouldn't like how the how a kid wouldn't act. Well, for a, a second there I was, I was like three times your height comes up. I was like there's going to be more clips. Like yeah. there's yep. got to be more clips cuz like True. that one alone is barely that was, it's rare that you can mm. even get bad acting from one word deliveries. Like it's really hard to know for sure. Um excluding like you know there you know what I mean? Like you just cut to someone and they go, "Okay." 
Like, record that three different times. I'm pretty sure you can make anyone seem like a decent actor. I just... You gotta explain to me why it's bad. Because it sounds... It looks like a a child is delivering lines to an adult who's shown up at their door. Yeah. I I don't know what else to say. Seems like the weirdest thing to pick up on. You could have gone with the one where he goes, Get him dead! Fire! Fire! (laughs) It's like real awkward-ish. That one was stranger. But like this one's this one? fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one's fine. I really don't. Okay. So Obi Wan now reports some of his findings to Mace Windu and who are still sitting around in a room doing nothing. Wow! I how many times could you? Let's take a, a I don't a leader of a country, a president maybe, All sitting right. in a room, just sitting around at their desk. Oh, he's always at his desk. He's signing papers. <laughs> he's... So, I'd ask uh, what they should be doing. Yeah, so I don't... Yeah. What is Chris looking for them to be doing, exactly? Also, bear in mind, uh, Yoda's keeping an eye on the Senate throughout mm. this film, as I far think, as I know. I think Yoda absolutely should be right here, considering he's, like, the, the leader. elder spiritual leader The wisest leader Jedi, yeah. 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 And, uh... Um, Places the temple. Yeah, I, I this, is one of, this is one of those... General, but, you know, we've got half an argument... Point. This is one of those half an argument statements. Like you haven't, you haven't finished the line of logic yet, Chris. We need to know why this is a bad thing. As I think, and I'll say, as chat points out, he we've seen him teaching younglings in this movie. Yep. So you know, it's been also commanding armies. So there's that. We informed the Senate that our ability to use the force is diminished. Why? What? I don't. I don't get it. Now I do enjoy most things about the fight between Obi. No, wait, what? What was the point of that? What was the point of being made? My, I, when we watch this, here's the difference between good film critics and bad ones. So when we watch this scene, this is the scene where Mace Windu and Yoda, basically the number one, and as far as I know, number two, for the Jedi Order, learn that on Kamino, which was deleted from their records, is a fucking clone army that they do not know about. That has apparently been commissioned by a guy for them. Yeah. Like, there's a lot mm. of information that they are suddenly coming into, you know, awareness of. And the fault is also on Obi-Wan's for not telling them more. Like, you, I, this is huge. This information they're coming into is insane in this scene. And how they react to it is bizarrely underwhelming um yeah like a whole army made for again the efab comparison someone's made ten thousand drawings for for, for efab all high quality because because cypher Diaz ordered it an efab regular i'd be like he's been dead for 10 years oh my <laughs> like, god yeah, and i'd be like hmm. first thing i'd be like can i see these pieces can i talk to people who yeah. made them i'm very curious yeah he's the, there's a huge criticism for this scene and he just they're, he's like they're sitting down. <laughs> yeah, he's like they're not doing another thing, and then he says they they say our ability to use the force is diminished, and then he plays. What, what was was that a screaming that, sound? I think that was a screaming sound. Right? I don't understand at all. But what was the what is it? What like, is I it find mean? that what does it mean? Conceptually silly, but what was he trying to tell me? I know. I'm... What does the scream mean? <laughs> what do you mean, Chris? Chris, tell what's us. the criticism here? <laughs> mm. I don't understand. If you were to. Be like, okay, next so... point. 
All right, next, next point. Yeah, I guess next point. And I don't Django okay, Fett. It's pretty cool, ball. especially when Obi-Wan just jumps in the air and kicks Django Fett like it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but the worst part of this scene, and I laugh every time, it's hilarious, is when Obi-Wan just keeps getting blown up over and over again. Like, explosions occur, like, right in front of him. No so there's two in total, and he showed both of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's... And that's fair criticism. He gets, like, blasted twice right at his feet. Seems to be totally okay. Um, I, I think, think it would have been really cool if he used the Force on the rock. I think people would argue the reason he wasn't more wounded was the Force, which is a typical yeah, argument force, you're going to experience. Yeah. Like, Force, you know, shields himself from the flames. Um, I, I think the, this uh, fight is... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I always thought it was weird that, like, uh, is Jango Fett's ship Slave 1? I think it is. Like, I could be wrong. As far but, as like, I know, yeah, yeah, it Slave looks one, yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, like when when Slave One fires blaster shots at at the floor in front of Obi Wan, I was, was like, how does blaster shots make an explosion like that? I was like, I always thought that was weird. Even as a kid, I was like, uh, that wasn't a, yeah. that wasn't a bomb. Those, yeah. were, those were bolts. That's blaster shots. Um, I didn't think about that. Um, ultimately, I think this fight is supertism, um, and I don't like it at all. Uh, really however, ugly to watch. Yeah, in terms of what they do and the lack of the force when it's really, really useful, but it the, the rope and the sliding down the thing and the shooting and I think it's all a huge mess. Uh, but before the fight even starts, for my notes here, because I got to skip around a huge, huge chunks of sections because he just doesn't talk about it. Why is Django wearing his armor out here in the open? before obi-wan has left is it that he's assuming he's going to maybe have to fight obi-wan well i'm, I'm sorry what's what's the criticism i'm sorry so uh Jang, so Django's leaving up. yeah hmm. why is Django all suited up in his armor be- out in the open wearing it here before obi-wan has left or obi-wan uh because Obi-Wan is still here on Kamino. Obi-Wan has not left yet. He's not... Wait, you're, so you're highlighting that it's dangerous for him to wear the armor because he knows he can be identified with it? Yes. I think it's too late for that anyway. I think, Maybe? Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think Jango strongly suspected, like, you know, the, the, the Jedi, you know, you know he'll, he'll... You know what I mean? That, does, that, that, that tense team, which I really like, by the way. Um, but they're just sort of, like, staring each other down. And uh, they both got a vibe from each other. Like, Obi-Wan goes back to the council and he's like, yeah, I think this is our guy. What do you want me to do? Um, just want you to confirm what, what you want me to do with him before I make a move. Because to leave quick. So putting on the and, armor would add time to that. I guess he put it on so before saying, they left the room. I mean, and, I, I don't know. I think it would be more irresponsible if he didn't have the armor on because I assumed, like, he thought he would come back and... Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, th- I think we can conclude a it's a it's a it's a fails it's a in case Obi Wan attacks us. I yeah. guess I wouldn't be wearing it. I would still be. You just want to leave as soon as possible. I, I, I would wait until he leaves for starters. Yeah, I I I would wait until this guy leaves. And if I was going to have the armor on, expecting to be attacked, I would want to get the drop on Obi Wan. So, it looked like they only I, intended to leave, and he's put the armor on in case they get attacked before they can get out of there in time, and that they yeah. weren't able to. That's what I was thinking. So I said, "That's why you're not a bounty hunter." No, if I no, I wouldn't be in this scenario if I was his character. Um, but yeah, I I don't think um, 
I, I don't think he. I think him wearing the armor was a mistake because instantly once he's seen with the armor, um, Obi Wan, you know, jig is completely the up. jig is the jig is up. Yes, the no, jig no, is no, up. He was meant to. No, he was meant to bring him in regardless. I counsel him in regardless. Oh yeah, they did give him that order, but it's not like Django would know but about that. Django, right? yeah, Django doesn't know that. I, like Django... I said, he's protecting himself regardless. Like he he thinks Obi Wan. He again, he has got a vibe from Obi Wan. He wants to leave immediately. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, I believe that Django definitely knew that there was suspicion on him, but this is this this is that crossing line step that you can't get back from. Yeah, I mean, you could assume that Django thinks that Obi Wan's already figured him out. And I can see that he's going on it. A lot of people are referencing yeah, I... that he would have seen the armor in the, in the room. That's that's definitely possible. Like, uh, actually, possible? Um, actually, that's um, that's like uh, they actually reference that in the comments. Well, they say they kept it perfect, uh, purposefully ambiguous. What they said. Someone said he did, but like, no, we don't have a scene where he does. Yeah, see it, you know, we we don't have a moment where Obi Wan like you know spots something and gives gives himself the old squinty eyes. We see the kid go and like, hide he, uh... the armor. Yeah, it's how, leaving it out like that is already. I mean, I'll be honest with you. The way Obi Wan speaks to him, I assume the scene was trying to tell us that Obi Wan isn't being fooled. Obi Wan yeah, knows that yeah. this guy's up to no good. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, maybe. I completely agree. Uh, but... It's like uh, what I'm trying to say is like the filmmakers weren't. Um, the fact that he was like I've been, been to Coruscant recently, and he's like possibly because yeah, you know I watched it again. I don't know. That's why I think it's solid armor. I just think it's a narrow call. Like that's why I don't think it's a big issue because yeah, it's not Django, a big issue for me. It's just one of the notes yeah, I put down. He, Django could think that Obi Wan doesn't have enough yet necessarily to make the definitive call. So if he can yeah. get out of dodge quick enough, then yeah, that's why he leaves immediately. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then as he's leaving, he's like, "Put the armor on. Leave the armor off." Well, if he attacks me and I have the armor on, I'll be better off. If he attacks me without it, I'll be way worse off. Mm-hmm. But if he attacks me with the armor on, then I have a chance. Not much of a all, chance. I, I have well, a chance, but it's all yeah. I'll it's all I'll have the scene. I'll have the scene play in the background, and I'll watch him to see if he sees it because I don't remember him seeing it. Well, I think there's a, there's a moment where Django's standing in front of the vision line, and then he moves out of it. So we have enough reason to assume that Obi Wan could have spotted it, and that is Maybe. before Obi Wan starts to grill him heavily. And implies that he knows that he's the guy who used the dart in Coruscant. It's because we, yeah, it's eh, ambiguous. It it doesn't. Mm. Mm. I think strange. Can't, say, is... can't I mean... say either way. I think it's yeah. Can't say either way from how it's. Here. Um, one of my issues is just your standard good old fashioned how thin the grappling line is from Django would mean that Obi-Wan's hands are getting fucking destroyed uh, when he's getting dragged around and if you want to be like no he can survive that it's like alright well when um, Obi-Wan is swinging from being held like those hands are getting really wrecked but he, he's just he just seems to be fine the fact that Django doesn't get dragged off with Obi-Wan when he goes over the edge you can't convince me that his Bob's little machinitisms were like only enough to slow Django down, and then once Obi Wan falls off with him, it's slowly dragging him off the edge until he can pull the thing off. I was just like, nah, that amount of force that quickly with what we've seen previously is he's gone. And then, um, yeah, and 
Obi-Wan managing to throw it, it connecting to a thing. It's like, fine, he uses the force to do that, but being able to hold on to a wire that thin and swing with it, like, I don't know, man. Your hands... I, I needed that moment yeah. for Obi-Wan to land and go, oof, ouch, eesh, That was ow. a bit <laughs> odd. I was like, yeah, like, if you hung onto that thing, you get, like, the fucking worst... Yeah, best case scenario, uh, yeah. it burns his hand. Worst case, those hands are coming off. <laughs> it's just this, like, boom. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, like, um, why, like, he did fall, and if like, he grabbed it, like, wouldn't the, wouldn't the wire just, like, there was, yeah, cut through It would hurt, just, like, to say the least. I always thought it would really, really hurt, and it was odd that it didn't. I want to know how that, ro- how that cable shoots forward and then magically wraps around his hands. But that's, like, almost a, basically a trope. Right, yeah. Movies. They do that in Batwoman constantly. Uh, but yeah, to those, because um, some people in chat said it's a scene in the movie. Like, no, there is no point because I just watched it. Look, it is very, wait, it is I, very I'm not going to let this be another crazy song. thing that two people aren't listening or anything, right? So to clarify, Rags knows full well that there is a possibility for Obi-Wan to have yes. seen the armor, okay? He I'm knows saying, what scene. I clearly said maybe. I, it's ambiguous. We don't see we all... him. We all know what scene everyone's made. referring to. We all know the scene, and we all agree he could have seen it there, but the the movie doesn't make it clear if he did. Yes. Uh, that, that's... Chat, by design, like, in the audio commentary, they the filmmaker said they kept it purposefully ambiguous that Obi-Wan... Did Obi-Wan see the, see the armor, or didn't he? Wanted to keep you guessing. Like, that's confirmed on the commentary. And if I was a betting man, I would say that either he saw it or he didn't see it, but he's figured it out anyway. I get the impression from that scene that Obi-Wan's figured it out. I think he's yeah. figured it out. Yeah. Yes. I, do I think, think he's he looks back just as he leaves. He looks back I think he's, he's like, figured he's it out, but I don't think he's seen the armor. Is my read on that scene? Yeah, because if because I just watched it, and up to the point where the door is closed, we can't see his eyes. When we can see his eyes, they don't look down towards where the armor would be. When we see him from the back, maybe he does. He moves a little bit. Maybe he does. Definitely not. It's definitely not obvious. It is very ambiguous. Um, yeah, anyway. Scarring of any kind, nothing. No injuries, really. Explosions just keep occurring right in front of his face. And he just flies back like, oh, oh. <laughs> so good there's funny moments in this fight like where he says oh not good and then gets dragged around i mean it's good stuff mostly so now obi-wan is following boba and jango fett in their ship and they're about to approach an so after listening to that i don't know if he thinks the fight's good or bad i don't know yeah this is good this is such a weird way to review a movie because anyone listening to this efap without knowing what exactly our plan was here might be like you guys are, like, extensively reviewing particular scenes and moments. And it's like, yeah, Chris is taking us on a journey. This is the best we have, we could do. Like, he's the conductor. Now, one of the things I love about this scene is the sound effect for the seismic charges that... I don't know anybody who doesn't like it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it, is a really, it is cool. And if it's called... If you're going to call something seismic, it... It better make better a sound like me. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better impress me. Like, it's a great sound effect. I've loved it ever since I first saw the movie. But what I hate about this scene is they're now entering an asteroid field. Okay? Two little ships going into an asteroid field. What other Star Wars movie? You can't pull that card. This is space. Oh, come on. You can't pull that card. Oh, 
I didn't even think about the OT. The idea like, that we could discover... Chris, what stops you from saying, they go to a planet? What other movie do they go to a planet? <laughs> like, oh, jeez. So, an a- we can never have another asteroid field? I guess so. Like, no, 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 is one is done? Boys. No, no, he's, um, he's, uh, he's saying, uh, basically how... I actually kind of agree with this. Basically saying that, like, none... He's, let, just let, listen to what he has right. to say. Actually that would be the Empire Strikes Back. Do you remember how they set up that scene? Do you remember how everyone was terrified? How Han and Leia were like, I don't know about this. This is a horrible idea. They'd be crazy to follow us, wouldn't they? And C-3PO's like, sir, sir, the odds of surviving an asteroid field, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, never tell me the odds. And they go into the asteroid field. And that tension is built up because they set it up as a scary event. Something that is hard to do, that requires a lot of skill. What happens in episode two? There's asteroids. They're going inside of them. No tension. Uh, hmm. So when those asteroids get blown up, there's a lot of dodging and dipping and weaving. I don't. I don't think you can call that scene not tense if you're giving the film its mm. due. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Halfway. Also, yeah, I want to. I want to apologize to Christopher for assuming a point he was making that he wasn't actually making. Um, Good. I agree yeah, with him. Of the setup for the scene, the asteroid, like it could have been like a more tense build up to the asteroid belt, but yeah, the te- the scene is absolutely tense once you're in it. Like, with is it all the is it not are... tense? Because the last time they met, they fought. What is um? I'd have to check the dialogue. What does Django say? Is he like we're going to the we'll lose him in the asteroid field? And is it is it is it said as though it's like just gonna be easy? I don't know. Yeah, it's like hold on, someone we'll lose him in the asteroid field. We'll have a couple of surprises for him. Mm. The Boba Fett laugh. I guess the implication there yeah, then yeah. is like, so Han Solo treats it as like this incredibly difficult thing, and then they're like, this is going to be not even something they register as a particularly difficult thing. And it's the seismic charges that make it a difficult thing. Mm. Right? I mean, so, I, I think um, that's relatively fair. So he knows... That doesn't mean there's no tension in the scene, though, by the way. Yeah. I, I definitely found it tense. It was... Yeah, even though Obi-Wan is not actually killable, it's still like, mm. oh shit. Yeah. I mean, that's like one of the things about the prequels I find very remarkable, is like, the prequels in general, I think, are not a very good idea, because they have the burden of being prequels. Like, this, applies, this doesn't just apply to Star Wars, it applies to everything. Um, but the, the, the prequels in Star Wars, they do still give you that in a lot of moments of that that like that there are stakes and that characters can in fact die and that like i mean granted they didn't do uh the clones might be an exception with that in regards to obi-wan getting blown up at point blank but um aside from that's like the only one of the only ones i could think of really that uh you do feel like they're in peril and that like, um a counter yeah, because the thing is them. there's no threat of death but there is danger the counter that chat have uh, addressed is that there is a an important difference. There's an important difference between an asteroid belt and an asteroid field, being that in a belt you'll be able to oh. essentially predict where all the asteroids are going very consistently versus a yeah. field. Also, wasn't Han Solo driving a really big like freighter ship? True. And these guys are both well. Slave One isn't exactly you know. Yeah, Obi Wan does, but Slave One is a big old chunker. I still think it's still smaller than. Um, smaller than the Falcon. Sure, oh, it's still it's still an awkward drive, so. I'd say. But I yeah. I think that the the belt versus field argument has some uh, has some has some relevance there. Yeah, 
Because I was about to say you could have had a line where it's like, asteroids, oh my god, it's like, it's a belt, son. Like, we know, but I'd be like, maybe that's too clunky, actually, just leave it out. Mm. Uh, quick question. Uh, does Mandar from Mandalorian, does he have a ship like Slave 1, or is it a completely different ship? I forget what it's the ship looks ship. like. It's a different ship. Okay, yeah, good, it's good, thank god. Razor Crest. Like, if they make a Slave 2 or something, like... I couldn't remember if that was actually well, a thing. I haven't watched you, it a long time. Are you gonna? Have you seen all of Mandalorian? I have I just haven't? I finally seen it all once. Oh, because I was gonna say, I'm oh, assuming that. you'll be watching season two with Boba Fett coming back. I heard about that. Are you excited? Yeah, I, I'm excited for the actor returning. I like that they're choosing the same actor, but um, yeah. I've never been high on Boba Fett to begin with. I think Jango Fett kicks the shit out of Boba Fett. I don't even think yeah, it's absolutely. a comp- it's a really fair comparison, right? Because like, if anyone says like, "No, I prefer the character of Boba," I'd be like, "What exactly?" I prefer his lack I mean, of character. Gonna be honest, I prefer Django. Fair enough. Django, Django actually like people got so high on Boba Fett for like doing almost nothing. Oh, comparing honest. the two. Oh That's yeah, comparing. comparing the two. Obviously, Django for character because Django has one. Oh yeah, I'm not suggesting that Boba should have had. Like, I- I'm fine with how Boba is, but the idea yeah. that we're like really excited to see Boba returning is like, why? Is it just because you like well, the I mean, look I, of him? Yeah. I mean, I, I just get annoyed at people who like, chastise the prequels and they, they'll play up the OT. Like, remember Boba Fett? What a wasted opportunity. Boba Fett was awesome. I'm like, Boba Fett was never really meant to be anything. And uh, yeah, you could say he's a missed opportunity, but he doesn't really do anything. I don't know why he's so I high mean, on the guy. Whereas Bango Fett, actually, I mean, he does do a little bit, but like, see what Bango does in comparison. Uh, honestly, if I could rejig the prequels, because I'm not, I'm not unhappy with, with Django, but I probably would have made his death. Uh, to Mace Windu, I probably would have rejigged it to have more of a permanence in the actual trilogy, being that maybe we can mess with uh, uh, his son, and, and, and maybe those two had a relationship of some kind, Boba and Mace Windu, mm-hmm. like they actually knew each other, something going on there, because when Mace gives a look after he's killed him, I always felt like Mace Windu was like, that sucks that that just happened. And it is always interested me, because mm-hmm. it's like, you'd think Mace Windu might just be like, well, you know, you, you were trying to kill me, I killed you. But no, it, it almost comes across as though Mace Windu is just like, damn, I didn't want to have to kill him. Yeah. Which I find super uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, I always thought that, I was I always took note of that. Meanwhile, I wouldn't kill Boba the way he dies in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. It's no. not just that he dies in that fight so quickly, it's also that he kind of gets humiliated. The, ah, then slaps mm-hmm. into a wall. So, yeah. so Han's like, like uh, wasn't by accident. Yeah. While which, well, see, that's subversive, right? That's, that's like a Ryan Johnson move. It's like, hey, yeah. the last thing you'd expect for the awesome badass bounty hunter is for him to be slapped in the back on accident and then eaten by a sand vagina. You're like, well, no, I didn't expect <laughs> that. There was a rumor that Boba Fett will reveal his helmet on the show and reveal himself as a woman. Why would why, why would they hire Tamura <laughs> Morrison if they were going to do that? Yeah, so I, I don't know if there's... I wouldn't put a lot of stock into that, but apparently it's a rumor... Someone has linked me. <laughs> well, like, wait, okay. like to Morrison with a wig, or what are we talking about? We here? had his voice. <laughs> like, we know it's a man. We had the voice. Yeah, they can't. They can't reveal. That wouldn't even make sense. He's. We've seen him before. He's trans. Oh, I mean, they could do that. I don't know. Oh God, they fucking could. Boba Fett is trans. They could do that. Yeah, we'll have to. Oh, they fucking could. I mean, you know. 
we're already pretty cynical about Mandalorian. Everybody's excited for season two. You and I are expecting it to probably be even worse than season one. Uh, we'll have to see. <laughs> hey, EFAP chat, give it a few more months, and we'll be we'll be streaming about those episodes individually. It's gonna be fun on the bun. Ooh boy! It's gonna be like Game of Thrones. Let's hope it's good though. Um. Maybe someone takes his armor and it's a woman who got the armor. But his armor Ooh. got hit with him. And he got if he cut himself out, then I guess No, he... the Sarlacc burped out all the armor because he can't eat armor. Oh. And then a lady found eat, it. Yeah. Alright. And so it, she just wait. put it on. And wait, 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 wait. Wolf Media said, way better dignified death than Phasma's death. I think Phasma had a more dignified death than Boba Fett did. He fought. There was a fight. Mm. She Boba fought and she, she fell into a pit of fire versus... Falling into a sandy... What, how do I even... Like, really? He was accidentally killed. Fight. Yeah, it was an accident. Boba Fett was accidentally killed. Like, come on. I don't like Phasma either. She's shit. But like, <laughs> I would have preferred Boba Fett fall into a pit of fire after battling Han Solo. That would be way better. Unless you're referring to the garbage shoot death. One of her other death. Which was... Yeah, that was shit. Anyway... No suspense, no build-up, nothing. Just let's fly in the asteroid field. We can do it. So Anakin starts having these nightmares about his mother being in pain. He says that Jedi don't have nightmares, apparently. Why? I mean, why can't Jedi have nightmares? It could be bullshitting. Maybe. Yeah. He's just telling his languor to appear strong or that it's not bothering him? or The way you would... Maybe take that is a Jedi wouldn't have nightmares because Jedi have obtained some level of peace of mind. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd go with that. Jedi don't have nightmares. Why would he only start having nightmares common. about it? Shouldn't his nightmares have started once she was captured? Yeah, he's been having them for, for a while more. Oh, okay. You can only you can yeah. only be, yeah. But he only now is. Uh... That might have been his worst one because there is a deleted scene where he, uh, like, uh, he he is having a nightmare and he's like talking in his sleep, but he's not really like violently convulsing like he is. Uh, if my in, mom in, in was, the scene if it was my mom and I had a dream that wasn't that bad, but I was like, oh shit, the horse is telling me she's being beaten. Uh hmm. we'll get to that next week. Also, because he he, he isn't like. Uh, he isn't restricted to like tag along with Obi-Wan now. He's out on his own. He actually can go back and... Uh, but, see, like, don't you think that's a huge never... missed opportunity to focus on that being that Obi-Wan was the one that prevented him from being able to get to her this whole time and that she died for it? Like, wouldn't that be a huge, important thing to address? Yeah, doesn't he say it's, it's all, it's all Obi-Wan's fault? He, he, well, he he's, he's, re- he's referring to uh, holding him back from being powerful, not saving his mother. Yeah. She doesn't. I don't even think she comes up at all before this. Which is it's just sort of something of a like. It, to me, it feels like the perfect thing to make this about. That the Jedi were like, "No, don't. Your mother's not important. Forget about her. Stop doing attachmentisms." And the second he's let free, he goes to see her immediately, and he's just too late, and she dies. Like that should be major. She's saying hmm. that he, they should have had more about his mother in the build-up to a death. Fucking, I would have, I would have loved a huge emotional payoff where he rips yeah. into Obi Wan for essentially killing his mother. Like he blames Obi Wan entirely. Oh, yeah, no, I, I can, I can, I can get behind. That. Yeah, because I don't even think she's mentioned before this. Not really. I, I, 
What do you mean? All, like, these, uh, pass, all these years pass and nothing, I guess. Hmm. But what, do you, wait, what do you mean? Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? Like, um, I think she's mentioned that. Uh, what you mean? This scene where Anakin and then Padme are talking on the. Where he has. Before, before we have her in the dream. Huh. Uh, where she's, oh no, she's in trouble. That's the. Um, but what happens between episode one and episode two? All of that time passes by, and there's no mention of the mother in this until he has the dream. Was there a was there a previous mention there, of her? Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. Like Obi Wan, right? When, when it's not until his first nightmare, right? The one he, the one he talks to Obi Wan about. Um, no, I don't. Oh, okay, in the then. elevator. Obi Wan's like I don't know. Dreaming about I don't, I don't know why I keep dreaming about her. And then Anakin mm-hmm. or in Obi Wan says your mother. So they oh, that almost kind of makes it worse. Because what I mean, it, it almost seems it. like they were going to do it, but then they don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it's mentioned so briefly that one little time, which means that they know about it, but like it just gets it's all there. Over. You, that kind of makes it worse. I also want to compile it on top. Because Obi Wan's yeah. only response being dreams pass with time, like again, just giving Anakin a yeah. non-response yeah, like, that trying, help anything. Trying to convince him to let the mother go, and then Anakin can just—that's yeah. such great fuel to hate the yeah. Jedi, you know. Mm-hmm. It adds to his uh, development, sure. Because part of his turn does like it, it's pro- his primary reason is for Padme. His secondary reason is his disenfran- uh, being disenfranchised by the Jedi. Um, I think that plays well into it. Um, and yeah, like when. Um, Obi-Wan, uh, yeah, he's talking like they have guard duty, essentially. And he's like, you look really tired, dude. And he's like, yeah, I don't sleep well. And he's like, yeah, is it still your mother? And then hey, you, get, you get a little insight to that. Oh, that makes it worse. What is this shit in chat? Oh. Obi-Wan to him is like a brother. He would never, he wouldn't really blame Obi-Wan. Anakin loves obi The motherfucker says, I my, hate you brother, by the end of their relationship. Yeah. If my brother tried to stop me from saving my mother from slavery, he ain't stopping me. Yeah, like, the idea that he wouldn't blame Obi-Wan for this? Like, we can of course write it that way. Why wouldn't we be able to write it that way? Obi-Wan and Anakin just are not the friends they I mean, told us, like, Obi-Wan told us they were in the OT. That's just not what their oh, relationship is. The beginning of episode 3 definitely they shout at each other a lot. catch up on a lot of that. Yeah, they've got, like, they 25 do. minutes of it. Yeah, but oh, they, they just they, do not. They definitely have a, a bond between the two of them. It's just, it's just a, it's, it's a very... Uh, Common, like it, it's why it's very non-friendly. Is about- I, well, I would happily refer to it as a possible brotherly bond, like the the bickering while also working together sort of aspects of brotherhood. But a love hate relationship. The idea that he was a good friend, I'm like, mm, I'm, I mean, not, I'm not sure I was shown that. I don't know. Now that I, I, everyone's finally not here, I'm gonna complain about. Anakin leaves Obi Wan to die yeah. in Attack of the Clones. I know, like you know, it's it's from. Sorry, what What more? Sorry, repeat that. Anakin leaves Obi-Wan to die in Attack of the Clones. It's only Padme that gets him to go and save him. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's holding me back. Uh, it's his fault. Like, um, he's I can believe wholeheartedly Padme. that Anakin would blame Obi-Wan. Specifically, he would absurdly blame him rather than the Jedi. Yeah. And he'd, be, he'd have some right to. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with him. And I just think it's a huge missed opportunity to not bring that in. I think there's. I think it's a missed opportunity to like ash out. I don't like the 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 way the the film plays out in its timeline. Like you know, maybe 
Anakin is feeling resentment to him, but then he sees him like almost get killed in that transmission. Right? What? Anakin does feel resentment towards Obi Wan. Oh yeah, he does. And then yeah. like I'm saying, like, some of that he dissipates when he sees Obi Wan's actually in danger, and like he's like, you know, maybe you know, resentment aside, you know, this is you know, this is my master of ten years who might be in trouble. Uh, next time he sees him, it's like it's a it's a fight for survival. It's only times. I mean, we can infer that maybe they they would have had this conversation. Oh, I want to uh, see no, it. No, I want to see it. Actually, no, no, hang on. He wouldn't have because question um, though, because like you know, if, we know that he doesn't talk to Obi Wan about the what happened to his mother because of uh, the Sand People. He did confide in Palpatine though, which is he's Sand, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm cool with that. I even like that actually. The yeah, sort yeah, uh, but. Mm-hmm. So, just the the you you have lines maybe even about the dream where he's just like uh, when he tells him about the dream he's like about your mother again. Then he's just like maybe if I was just you know given a a week of leave that I could just go and and then Obi Wan says something like your mother's fine your 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 feelings towards her are clouding you know she'll she'll be like reassuring uh, things every single time and Anakin finally bites the bullet and goes to see where she is because he's so concerned and it turns out she's dead already or something or close to dead or dies with him doesn't really matter the point is that the Jedi were kind of lying to him and that from Obi-Wan's point of view he's trying to encourage him to you know detach but Anakin would only see it as he was lying to him the whole time to convince him that his mum was fine when she wasn't you know and there's, there's some juicy I'm, drama there I could get yeah, behind that angle like, if not for the I, idea on attachments with Jedi, I really don't right. like but the idea of the As Jedi, a lot of people have said, that's supposed to be something of a criticism of the Jedi in the prequels, that that's not a clever way to go about all of this? Because where is um, the... Where is it criticized in the films themselves as like, this isn't the way it should be? Well, like, Obi-Wan is clearly attached to Qui-Gon. He's super upset when he dies. Like, there's no yeah, way yeah. that... Mm. There's a lot of... It's never like there's a lot of times where we're sort of thinking to ourselves like you guys are hypocrites, and then someone's like, "That's the point." It's like, uh. is it? But how do we tell? Camera isn't telling me that. Yeah, uh, that's kind of lost me there a little bit. Sorry. Uh, uh, more to your point, like, I, I, I would like to have seen some of that fleshed out. Um, I think we originally did. We didn't. It, because like just how the events play out in the movie, um, maybe there could have been an ending scene uh, before Anakin having get married. Like after the the dust is kind of settled, Lady Gay's arm chopped off. There's that to deal with. Mm. Um, imagine we uh, they would have touched on it at some point in the three year gap. I'm sure that they could definitely would have come in conversation. Although you wouldn't have told them about the uh, the sand people. But like, is it really? I mean, the, the argument is like, what, what does Anakin think about this? How does he interpret it? Um, I don't think, like, looking from the outside in, just from a viewership standpoint, I don't think you can blame Obi-Wan for not, like, acting on uh, uh, visions, dreams, nightmares, um, as to, like, Shmi being actually in trouble. And he's not meant to have his mother around anyway, as per the Jedi Code, like, attachments rule. Don't, you know, he wants to steer him away from that. Um, I'm like, would Anakin, would Anakin not, uh, like, come to that realization eventually? That, like, you know, it Obi-Wan may have held me back. Like, you know, he couldn't have predicted what would have happened to my mother. I don't know. So, 
the way the way it works right now is that he was being trained for so long that he had no way of like going out on his own. The second he's kind of able to, he's also getting visions of his mother in super duper pain, which lines up with she's only recently been captured, and so that's why he's getting those visions. Then he goes to find her, and she's already dead. And I'm saying because they that is the whole reason they have all of that is to set him up to out of fear of loss and anger, he kills those bunch of people, showing that he's embracing portions or significant amounts of the dark side and that's very worrying for us and the jedi and and so on but the problem is the mum isn't really used again beyond that and i think there's a huge amount of potential there um for him to harbor a lot of hatred for the jedi which will help us a lot in episode three uh pushing him away from them outside because if we can have multiple reasons for him to despise them like that's going to be great for uh well i always like i always i always took that into episode three regardless really i thought it was quite implied that, that, the, that the, the idea that he blames the jedi for not like i i think we need an explicit line for that like like the idea that part of why he hates the jedi is that they let his mother die like he couldn't save her because of them uh yeah if you want if you want it sounds like to me like you want something a bit more uh specific because the, the, um, well the best interpretation you can get is that he argues if he was more powerful he could have saved her and then there's a line where he says he would be more powerful if obi-wan wasn't holding him back these these are pieces, and what I would argue is like, oh, great, we've got pieces. Now let's get that big payoff where he directly yeah, like addresses Obi Wan. Yeah, like showing Obi Wan holding him back. Yeah, that would be good. Like he goes, he's doing something, or because he doesn't seem to be held back. In fact, he seems to be the opposite. No. He's on a very long leash, if one at all. But um, okay, I'll, 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 yeah, okay, I'll, I'll concede and say I was. A, I mean, I, I, I would like to have seen that. But we can have this discussion about the prequels. <laughs> you want to remind but everybody. The sequels were just like. Can, can I just say, prequel discussions are so reworked. much more interesting than sequel discussions in their own fashion because the sequels, all we can ever do is be like, so this is fucking nonsense. Yep. This is fucking nonsense. And yep. You would think that with the prophecy and him supposedly being the chosen one, Anakin, uh, Ray, but Anakin now, you think that the Jedi would be really invested in his emotional well-being yeah like giving they're, more attention yeah. i have of the pt because they just don't seem to care yeah their dismissal of him when they acknowledge his supposed incredible importance and even from the aspect of we want you to spy on palpatine we want you to do these things for us they never seem to throw him much of a bone i give him a council seat but it's clearly it's not that's too late you know, this whole thing with his mom, like if the Jedi Council, if I was Anakin, and the Jedi never let me go to my mom, check up on her, <clears throat> get her to get, get have them get funds from the Senate so I could buy her and free her, um, I would never, ever want to do any favors for the Jedi Council. I I would hate them. And that would be enough reason for me. And it's, it's the easy the thing that they didn't do. They just give him I such would... non-responses anytime it's clear he's like troubled as well. Yeah, I mean that that Shmi is enough of a reason by itself. You could have removed Padme entirely, and uh, you know, obviously, there's the Luke and Leia thing, but just mm -hmm. the mother could have been enough if it was well done, as far as motivation goes. I just feel like the I, know, I, 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 I would describe it as a very strong seed that was planted that uh, does bleed into the Padme plotline in Revenge of the Sith to sort of reinforce yeah, that. It's, it's um, better with her, yes. I, I do think that I agree with that, actually, yeah. I take, yeah if I implied better. that the mother was 
dropped. I, I'm wrong because it, it, it definitely is all informing the Padme stuff in Episode Three. I just think that we've got a lot of potential we lost there for in in his big oh, argument okay. with Obi Wan toward the end of the movie. Yeah, but- even imagine he dropped that bomb on Obi Wan like you killed my mother. Or something, and Obi Wan's yeah. just like, "Fuck! How do I deal with that?" Like, yeah, no, honestly, I would kill. I would not. Kill. Yeah, I, but I would, I would love to see that conversation. I think out. that, like, like in Episode Two, they it's just sort of all of a sudden she's a part of the film now when she should be central to him, uh, Ishmi to Anakin, and then in the third, I feel like they're making up for all that lost development. Um, like, like we mean, like in her. Like we don't uh, get anything between that. We get. I think I think I know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. It's like what Marlon was saying about the lack of development in terms of him wanting Shmi and the Jedi Council and his relationship with Obi Wan. Just saying, she he should have been a bigger sort of uh, a bigger priority on Anakin's mind throughout the entirety of the film, instead of sort of like being in the background and. Coming the focus later on. Yeah, because when when we rewatched the Phantom Menace, we couldn't help but think about how you're just going to basically forget about your mother. She's just going to be like a little detail from your past. Yeah, while I would have let the audience know that for those ten years of training, he's been a little bit even annoying to Obi Wan. Obi Wan's like, you you still haven't. You're really still talking about this. And, like, the implication being that they're pretty harsh with Anakin about this subject, even though they really shouldn't be, because it's going to be extremely important. The I, it, This would have been useful to have your, your stupid dice moment, right? Where she gives him a memento as he leaves, and he still has it in episode two. Like, he's still yeah. holding on to it. Like, it, and that would go well because he said, we're not allowed to have possessions, except for this memento of my mother. I'm never getting rid of this. This means mm. more to me than my lightsaber. At least we got the Japor snippet. That was a... Oh, you mean the, the, I, the thing between him and Padme? Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I this, that, this stuff in these films, they do some stuff. And that's something I actually really do like. The, that thing makes it through all three of the prequels. Which, by the way, compare, compare that to the, the dice, by the way. Um, someone said the kids come to the temple with no attachments already. Uh, I don't, rec- I guess they don't. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, it's um, it's meant to be. That's why they get I guess, yeah. I wonder how often that actually, yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. Why? And then they try to like take it away, but he will not let them take it away if he discovers it. Or maybe it's something that Obi-Wan discovers and they know it's not something he's supposed to have, but they're, have something there. Something there. Belch. Yeah. He does bring up his dreams a lot. Like he dreams he dreams of Padme. He dreams of his mother. Like you know, so it's like you know, he might not have a physical memento, but they've obviously left an imprint on him in his mind, plaguing him for years. Uh, he references you know. dreaming about Padme in creepy ways more than anything else. And no, I, I disagree. I mean, I guess if it came from anyone but do it like it's creepy. Padme yeah, reacts to him telling her that in a really awkward, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She, she, yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, that was with, as I was like, Padme catches on that he's like actually like creepy. Looking for her. like it's not his advances aren't platonic. Um, that was. Hey, by the way, do you think that um, 
the the face that uh, Chris Stuckman has right now is how he feels about the fact that we're like three and a half hours into the stream, we're only thirteen minutes into his video. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, really? Uh, well, <laughs> he probably upset that almost all of our discussion is not isn't about even really about him. <laughs> it's about talking about the film itself. He's just like a very he's our, he's our springboard because yeah, that's kind of all I, I expected him to be. To be honest with you. I don't know. His reviews are just so empty to me, but that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, take it away, Christopher. It's like Lucas spent thirty years trying to think of all the things that Jedi can and can't do because they're not people; they're robots. They can't have love. They don't have nightmares. They just sit around in rooms and talk. That's what Jedi's do. And rewatching, I don't, I don't, th I think it's he's wrong for the opposite reason. They don't feel very developed at all, actually. Which is why I'm having to ask for clarification about, you know, love and relationships and all that stuff. Hmm. It seems almost overly simplistic. I feel like they'd be more nuanced and sophisticated. The spiritual but side I, of the Jedi is just not in the PT, I think. Therapy would be a huge part of being a Jedi, where there's like he's constantly going to not like a confessor, but uh, uh like a a, a Jedi ther quote unquote therapist of a way where they talk about their feelings and their connection to the Force, and that's a big part. Je Anakin's therapist, maybe Anakin's therapist isn't Obi Wan. That's not a role that Obi Wan has because mm -hmm. of their connection. It has to be somebody else, and and maybe that's a way that we see Anakin. I'm writing a, just any way for here. the Jedi to actually even try to help Anakin when he seems troubled. Which, by the way, they, they do recognize it's happening. When when like, oh, no, when he kills that. the Tuscantisms, yeah. Yoda is like, "Young Skywalker is in great pain." It's like, are you gonna do anything about that? Yeah, I guess you not. Just kind of somebody in a room. Is that you? Do something. Mm. Provide him Help some it. wisdom. That's what you do. I Yoda. would love a scene where Yoda pries out of him the Tuscan Raiders thing. Mm. And that he tries to teach him like he taught some stuff to Luke. And we get some reflection scenes yeah. where Yoda's like, advice is not working. Like Yoda doesn't admonish him there for what he does. He's like very understanding and tries to actually help. You know, deal with deeper issues. Someone said he it's not his role. Bullshit. Oh, I'm not, suggesting, I'm not suggesting that Yoda knows about the Tusken Raiders, I'm suggesting he pry it out of him. He's like, uh, how are you, what's been out? We could have a whole awesome set of pieces of dialogue where Yoda's like very cleverly able to tell something's <laughs> yeah. happened and, you know. Yoda walks in, up what is? <laughs> he, he like sits on the edge of Attica's bed, like, you know, the, swinging uh, his legs frame. back and forth. Like, what's the Pepe? The one on the chair? <laughs> or the toilet? Where is it? Poo-poo, is it? Poopy? There he is. That's Yoda, Rags, okay? He's sitting on the edge of Anakin's <laughs> yeah. bed. And he's yeah, like, tell me how you feel. <laughs> how you feel, tell me. He's like, we're not friends, Yoda. He's like, no! <laughs> we, we could be friends. Right around here, I just want to turn it off. I don't want to watch it anymore. I'm d I don't want to... I'm why, why leave this in your review? Come on. Yeah. I didn't want to turn it off. I oh, wait till you see what he's referencing. Hunt. Yay. I don't, but I sat there and I watched the rest of the movie. We meet Count Dooku. Now, this should have been a very dark and scary experience. Instead, we get this older gentleman sitting behind the table. He's discussing rallying thousands more star systems mm. to the cause of I just... Even 
I pointed that out when we watched it, Mahler. I'm like, damn, thousands of more. This is this is horrifying news for the Republic. This means that they're bolstered even more. And he said he he implies that like once we get these people agreeing, we'll probably get even more. You know, it's it's like this is bad. This is very bad news. But no, it's just a kindly old gentleman discussing politics. I'm sure that's how Chris sees it. I get what the way he's like he's saying, but like you know, uh, Lucas never intended for Dooku to be a Darth Maul style villain. He's meant to be. He's not really like. It's a thing that always compelled me about Dooku. I never saw him as like this strictly evil guy. I always saw him as more yeah. of a like a you know, like I guess he is. He's a political idealist. He's someone who, Grand, this is a bit different in the Clone Wars. He's a bit more like like empire centric. Like he wants. That's what I've been told. Just from the films alone, I've gotten more of a, a gray impression from Dooku. He, he does, he is a Sith and he uh, uses the dark side and he's turned away from the Jedi, but he's like more of a. And you guys know what I'm getting at. Like, there are some more decisions. to him. He's not just evil man bad. Which, by the way, is perfectly viable, but this is part of why I like Dooku the most out of Grievous Dooku and more. Like, uh,. Yeah, in terms of character, like Maul, for superficial reasons, I adore, but like he's mm-hmm. he's he's a nothing character compared to Dooku in terms of layers. Wait, but by the way, don't fucking kill me, chat. Put your guns down. I'm not t- referring to Clone Wars, okay? Just the movies. I I saw um, him cock the guns. I saw it. Like yeah, like he was never meant to be introduced into this way. And this is where I this is where I told you, I hate the uh, it should have been this way argument. It does apply sometimes. But, like, this completely deviates from what Lucas did. He's like, should it be this way? It's been way better. Yeah, like, he doesn't... I agree with you. He doesn't need to be this... Either. Like, the idea that we needed this whole scene to be in perfect shadows, and Dooku's, like, mm. laughing maniacally at the end of every sentence. <laughs> yeah. Talking to people. That's Count Dooku. He's just, like, this... What the fuck? <laughs> He's clearly this cool guy. Yeah, because the last thing you want to hear from Christopher Lee is discussing something with anyone. That's not what we watch Christopher Lee for. <laughs> He's got plenty of gravitas to him. Christopher Lee sees to that. <sighs> Lame criticism. Cool guy. He's nice older man. Looks handsome. You know. What? What do you want? Table. Talking. Yeah. Now, now I'm picturing weird stuff. He's like, he's a handsome man. He should be doing other things. You're like, okay, Chris. <laughs> no. Uh, no. If I ever Chris Feliz at anything, I'm just like, let him talk. Let him talk. Talk, 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 talk. Yeah. Talk about anything. Talk about cheese. Talk about stuff. How many Game of Thrones scenes can you just boil down to? I ah, just some people hanging Literally, out. Literally, every scene with Tywin is like the best it. because he's talking. Mm. It's just an older gentleman talking. I quite like it when characters talk, because it usually tells us something about them, or what they're trying to do. An older, handsome gentleman. That's it. Which for Dooku is being cool. Yeah, he's just that's being cool and talking. Count Dooku. Now, the best scene in the film by... Boy, that's it? <laughs> what the hell, man? Come on. Never mind, arguably, the best character in the prequels. Uh, Alright, fuck it. starting yeah, to get I weird. Like, this is it. You know, it was uh, yeah. almost a meme being like old movie reviewers suck, but like we've been through quite a few at this point on EFAP. <laughs> it's like, why do you all suck? Why can't you <laughs> talk about it? Just talk about uh, it, please. Talk. Let tell me what is in your mind. Just go full stream of consciousness. Talk about a scene for like ten minutes. Well, the problem is that's that's, the that's like the primary criticism I get is doing that. They're against that, Theo. Uh, I would rather want to hear what down. That's why I'm if, here. Well, the funny thing is that like they wouldn't even agree with that 
uh, criticism, right? Like, if we could, if this was a live feed from Chris and he was only 20 minutes, we w- I, I would, like, honestly be like, wait, 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 wait. And he's like, what? And I'm like, so when you said all he was doing was talking, what, what do you mean? You were bored by, like, what, why were you bored of that scene? Why was that bad? Tell me. Like, of course he would have an answer. He wouldn't go, I've explained it more. That would just make my video longer. But, like, oh. I feel like this you haven't. This video... <laughs> Is this video is twenty one minutes sixteen seconds? But if you take out all the takes that he didn't use, the editing time, all that stuff, probably took him longer than an hour to do. Maybe I don't know. It's very low effort. This is. Mm. I would have preferred if he just sat down and talked about this movie for an hour, just a flow of thought, uncensored, just talk. So let me into your mind. So according to Chris Stuckman, Count Dooku is a nice older gentleman who talks to people and looks handsome. Yep. <laughs> if you watch Attack of the Clones and someone tells you that's part of their review, you'd be like, what are you... Why? Why is that what you're saying? So strange. What about... uh, oh, by the way... Anakin holding his dead mother in his arms as she dies. His anger, the explosion... Oh, this would be another example of good acting from Hayden Christensen as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is good. The music's fucking that's spot great, on yeah. right here. Uh, he, yeah, uh, really good. Uh, we're gonna skip over. We're gonna skip over Lars Farm. Skipping over the the rest of the relationship. Skipping <laughs> over how he likes him. How he happens to just arrive after all of these years, a minute before she dies. Well, it's, it's kind of an interesting uh, thing about it, isn't it, Rags? Because if he's a twenty minute review, he can't possibly talk about all of the things that happen that are important. Because if someone wanted to argue only twenty minutes of important things happen in Attack of the Clones, I'd be like, wow. I could do it. I, if you said, boot, chal- challenge video, 20 minutes, you have to talk about Attack of the Clones review, 20 minutes. I'd be like, okay, th- these are all the important things I have to talk about. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Uh, really quick I examples. Mean, yeah, like I agree with you. I, would, I but... could do it, but I, would, I wouldn't want to. I'd want three hours. Also, y'all, y'all need to appreciate this. <laughs> I love they made it animated. That's wonderful. Or I guess they just took one that existed and put things on it. I don't care. It's still funny. I love it. It's great. I love it. It's fantastic. It's magical. <laughs> it's excellent. I love it. Ah. <sighs> against the Tuscan Raiders. It's great stuff. Lucas really captured that really well, but it's cut short. Bye. It's too short. The oh. scene ends. It seems like they were... I don't think it's too short. Do we need more? I, I, need okay. to, I need him to tell me what we're missing. Yeah. Why is it too Still short? trying to go for that PG rating, which was very... Inf- Wait, what? You need to, you think... need to, we need to see him kill more people? It's pretty clear think... what happened. Yeah, I think he wants more of Anakin's rampage, I guess. Was it not enough to hear the echoes and screams when you pans to Yoda being like, oh shit, this ain't good? Yeah, I think we got enough. I don't think I would have minded like, more. But we unironically, I would pose to Chris and be like, are you just looking for something to criticize because you just complimented the movie? Is that what's happening? <laughs> Do you just like violence against <laughs> If I was to criticize it, I'd criticize the fucking transition out of the scene. The weird Chris, wipe circling you, in on his face. Do you hate him. sand people? Answer the, the question, movie. Chris. The movie about sabers and... What was that, sorry? That is the... Patrick Willems... 
be about uh, sabers intended for children. Oh, it's taking on new meaning. Those sabers were meant for the kids. <laughs> Fortunate, because that scene was like, okay, you got me, you got, oh, it's over. Okay. What more do you want? But the sight of Anakin carrying his dead mother conveys the pain of his loss very well. Lucas did a really good job with that aspect of the movie. But he also undoes some of that effect. He undoes. 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 He's taking out to Jar Jar. And this with the next scene in which Hayden Christensen delivers his lines well, about how much he... I, mean, I don't think the acting well, is bad this, in this scene from this Hayden. This is fine. Yeah, it's, acting wise this is fine it's Natalie yeah. Portman's response to all of this that I have an issue with yeah her weird him, psychopathic acceptance of this is what's unsettling he goes after Obi-Wan the way it's done in the film is a bit weird to me like it makes me roll my eyes a little bit I, I, I want more of what you were suggesting with that relationship if he's gonna mention Obi-Wan during all of this but yeah the bigger problem is Padme Anomaly Inc., go. I heard you were going to say something. I just said, like, I know you guys are, what you guys are criticizing, and it's fair to criticize, don't get me wrong, uh, what Padme's response is. Like, she, I, I always done, I always uh, took it as, you know, she was just too specious to really say, she didn't know what to say, uh, but she, you know, she had the, you know, it's not like Anakin in Revenge of the Sith when, like, he, Obi-Wan tells her, you know, she, he killed younglings and, like, yeah, she doesn't want to believe it, and, um, you know, she goes to see from Anakin himself, and Anakin's not denying any of it, but she, she's still bargaining for him. And it's like only after he, like, it's very clear that she's not talking to Anakin. She's talking to Vader. Like, he's got this psychotic look in his eyes, and he's like, he's just power fucking lustful and demented and shit. And then that's when she, re- like, realizes, like, no, nah, you've, you've changed. You know what I mean? Well, so. Yeah, he's, got, can be, he's an atrocity, right? Um, but he's not like gloating about it or anything. He's like, you know, he's just freaking out. He's, uh, he's hateful. He's in pain. He's just a mess. And it's like, she can either freak out and call him horrible and walk out or just walk out altogether. Or she can try to do what she can to, I guess, comfort him in some way. I think I would have bought that better. Like if she was literally silent and just knelt next to him, put her hand on his shoulder, I'd be okay with that. But he yeah, says, maybe she was they're away, animals, I slaughtered them like animals, I hate them, I killed the children too, and her response is, to be angry is to be human. It's the most bizarre fucking thing to say to somebody. It's all people giving Anakin garbage, bullshit, non-advice. It's, um... Anakin is like yeah, Joker. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just like something, uh, again, I shouldn't know what to say, and she just... I mean, I don't, I don't know. She delivered it. She delivered it in a way that really gave me the impression that she thought that was the the thing to say. She's very, very reassuringly in an yeah. She's calm about it. it she seems confident. It's like yeah. to be angry is to be human. Like that's that is not a worthy response to the horrible things he just said. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like it's also you gotta understand it's because she loves him, and that has been established prior to the film. Like she's bargaining for him, and she does the same in Revenge of the Sith. Like you know, despite. Like knowing in her heart of hearts that like he he probably did do those awful things. She doesn't now right deny it. Everyone told her and like you know she's like come away with me. Let's leave it all behind. Let's raise our child. I'm like damn, Padme. Like that even made me raise. And I was like damn, she's willing to really like compromise her ideals uh, for Anakin. Like she's it's part of a deep seated affection for Anakin. Uh, she's you know she's the he's the one person who can 
make her compromise her ideology. Not that I'm saying she she never agreed I, with what he did, but she saw his pain and she wanted to empathize with him rather than. It's funny you bring up the um, quote like you, you would have been better if uh, if if she just knelt beside him and put his hand, hand on it, uh, yeah, her hand on him. And Lucas said he very, very, very almost cut the dialogue. He said, like, he got that impression that so maybe the dialogue was a bit too much and too heavy-handed. But he needed Anakin to be, like, he needed to give Anakin something to respond to as well uh, because he wanted to drive home. The point of that interaction was, like, you know, Anakin knows he fucked up. Like, he's a, he's a Jedi. He's not supposed to be, you know, he's better than this. Is That was the point of the scene. Um, yeah, that's why that's why Padme's response. But, like, are you um, suggesting that she's almost like sycophantic like like the she's told he's killed children and he considers them animals and they deserve to be slaughtered that way it's like holy shit man like no matter even if you know if my mother did that i'd be like what the hell <laughs> like, what? Okay. and i wouldn't be saying to... like hey bob to be angry is to be human i would expect them to at least talk about this I, again i don't think she knew what to say she just didn't want to cause him any more but, but uh, okay, like, wait, so right, but like, okay, so how I would have done it then? If 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 you told me my my restrictions are, she doesn't really know what to say. She's out of control. She has to say this line. I would have you like deliver it. Like, uh, t- to be angry is to be human, and like she's really be, concerned. Yeah. But instead, she's like, to be angry is to be human. And it's like, what the fuck, woman? <laughs> Justifies. That's well, a great response to anyone. Um, I, you know, they, I they never bring up. it up again. Like this isn't as far. I don't think they ever. I don't think they ever do. <laughs> Mola, those were tribe children. Bring... She's probably racist against the bad. It's not brought up again. And that isn't is bad. But doesn't consider them people. Um, uh, it's. Uh, I mean, again, they, uh, they don't bring it up. Uh, it does come up in Revenge of the Five Thousand. Yeah, like those two need to talk two. about it again. Yeah, more than anyone else, especially because he. This is the only person to whom he's admitted this. Yeah, uh, for now. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm confused. What, what do you? Uh, what was your? Uh... But these two, um, Padme and Anakin, more than anyone else, need to be the one who discuss this because of their emotional investment in one another, and because this is the only person uh, that he's told about. So told that the. The only person to whom he's told this. And she's like, like surely in the back of her, like you would think that in the back of her mind constantly, like Anakin's a fucking murderous lunatic psychopath. Am I next? Ben Hayden Christensen said he reckons Anakin went uh, pretty psycho. Uh, you know, he's like, yeah, he says. Yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like, yeah. he's actually yeah, to it. Um, it's a, was aware of that like it's it's a scene where um, i think the entire audience all over the world's eyes went really opened up and wide like whoa yeah and i think i think, I think I, forgot about that forgot about that but it's still these two you can you can chalk that up to another missed opportunity i think uh padme is accepting of it uh just like you know again she loves Anakin, and she accepts him despite this because she had only because she has the full context. And I'm talking full context dating back to, like, she's, think about it, she's the only, maybe besides Watto, I guess, who knew Anakin's relationship with his mother growing up, who who got to see, like, uh, some of it. How far. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Theoretically, it should be Obi-Wan. 
the theory being that he would talk to Obi-Wan a lot about this. Yeah, but like, I'm sure, yeah, the, the, uh, I've, been, I've uh, had to make that. I, I basically... I will, I will say as well, I kind of feel like Padme is two characters. and one, one is the senator who's very concerned about human life and will fight to get the right policies in place. The other one is Anakin's wife slash girlfriend. Hmm. And that these two Padmes, like, with every scene, we might get a different Padme out of those two. I, I, uh, there's, there is, you're right about that. There's the part of the idealistic side of Padme, the selfless humanitarian, and then there's the, the part of her that's selfish. The one, the part of her that's self that, that is willing to compromise the rest that kind of bleeds for Anakin. Um, that's, yeah. And, and now Paul even goes and say, like, you know, that's, you know, Padme's big conflict is, you know, trying to, uh, d- I think d- that's... distinguish her. But I think that's a failure of the film to convey what it is about um, Anakin that has her so incredibly enamored with that she's willing to basically turn off the principal switch for. Um, again, completely yeah, yeah, under yeah, the rug. Sorry? Like it's the it's that she completely sweeps it under the rug that annoys me, like. Not like this never comes up again. They don't talk to each other about it. How does that happen to each other about? Like, well, we don't see it. I'm trying to say is like, uh, yeah, I I agree. I would have, I would have liked to see them touch on this. Uh, We don't see it. Uh, Is purely, you know, uh, gone genosis. The events that transpire after that, Uh, it's all circumstantial. Like one event leads into another. There's only the time and place to sort of them to have this quiet talk and whatnot. Same with Obi-Wan and Anakin. And this I think they could have thrown that in there. Anakin, when he's getting his arm repaired, he brings it up to Obi-Wan. That, they could have done that. Um, yeah. Uh, but like, in terms of uh, Padme's response to Anakin as well. And I'm only, I'm defending it only from her because she only has yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's that's pretty clear. Why don't we why don't we see what Chris concludes about all this? I'm sure it's going to be right. very insightful. He hates Tuscan Raiders and about how they're animals, and I slaughter them like animals. I'm not just though. see. He's I, I'm actually going to because you're doing it bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to bat for Hayden Christensen here. You're embarrassing him. He did way better than you, yeah. Chris. Yeah, that's why he's an actor, and you'll not ever be one. Oh, the men. But the women and the children too. I hate them. It, unironically, the, 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 he's reminding me of Hayden Christensen doing it, and I'm like, it was way better than this. Yeah. So stop, stop it. Rude. Do this. So Obi Wan is captured by Count Dooku, who then tells Obi Wan right. that Darth Sidious oh, right. is controlling right. the Senate, and Obi Wan's like, "No, no, no, my buddy's on the Jedi." Ca- well, all right. So I feel like there's a lot to discuss with this scene of these two. I need to use the loot. I'll be back because you know I want to be around for that discussion. Wow. So you pause us and then you tell us we can't continue until you're back. I think that fucking racist. Also, I realize we're probably only going to be watching the one video today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had a feeling we we would only get through. This always happens. In fairness, though, this this has been pretty staggeringly slow, and I will say it's because 
it really has worked out that Chris gives us a topic, we all discuss it, and then we let him say something weird about it, and then move on to the next one. <laughs> That's all. We have a big discussion about it, and it's like, okay, what did he have to say? Oh, not, oh well. Not really much. Like, next. Hey, chat, how are you liking the prequel arc? Go on, give me some feedback. How are we looking? Join this. The, the EFAP prequel arc, which we're now, this is the third EFAP prequel episode. This, this is, this is the Revenge of the Sith of EFAP prequel episodes. Please watch more Stuckman vids. Why? <laughs> Rude. They're not all bad. They're, there's a couple of... And it, uh, the reason I really got into Chris's channel... I mean, excluding the prequels, uh, we... Uh, like he likes Dragon Ball, for example. I'm a Dragon Ball is like my favorite thing in the history of anything ever. Uh, and some of the ways he described how he first saw and interpreted certain things from Dragon Ball like mirrored my own, like beat for beat. And I was like, I thought I was the only one in the world who thought this about this particular scene or moment in the anime. Uh, and yeah, just it was it was easy to resonate with him and a a similarity kind of level. So yeah, that's how no I no idea you talked about yeah. Dragon Ball. Is that just Z or all of Dragon Ball? All of Dragon Ball. Huh. Please tell me you guys are Dragon Ball fans. I'm a I Dragon Ball fan. As many as I can get. I'm not a nerd. <sighs> I like Star Wars and the the MCU, like man Chad stuff. Okay, not your nerdy like. Ooh, I, I, uh, it's like it's it's a bunch of Earth wizards for children. That's what that is. I obliterated your love for Dragon Ball. Are you guys okay? Well, it probably, if you watched it, you probably would ruin it for me. Well, oh. Dragon Ball, like, I, I love it, but it is pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I disagree. I think it's uh, formulaic. The way to describe it. I, I, think, I think it's, it's pretty bad. You kind of... I think, like, hmm, where do I start with Dragon Ball? Well, I'd start with Z because Z is one I'm more familiar with. Dragon Ball's better than Dragon Ball Z. I can say that much for sure. Like, quite significantly. Um, on that. But, sorry, pardon? It's normally cutting out a lot for anyone else. Or Here and there, just... yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, is, do we want to talk more about Dragon Ball or are we carrying on? I don't know what's happening. I want to mention one more thing about Dragon Ball because it's a response to something I just saw in the chat. Z is not where the problems in Dragon Ball started. They started before Z. Uh, <gasps> around, uh, what the hell was the guy's name? Tao Pai Pai or something like that? I don't know. Uh, the, the, prob- the main problem that started killing Dragon Ball being power creep and that kind of thing started in Dragon Ball, not in Z. Fucking Theo with the heart that you're going to start a podcast about Dragon Ball, do it. You're not allowed to no. criticize Dragon Ball. It's the greatest. You can't. You're not Look, allowed to Okay, the greatest villain in all of Dragon Ball is Akira Toriyama. I don't even know who any of these things are. Rag Shush, we're going to look at the chat. Look Akira if he makes Toriyama them mad. Is the person who wrote it. I want, to see, I want to see if chat gets mad. I don't even know. I've never seen Dragon Ball, so. Theo, give a hot take about Dragon Ball. Uh. Gohan's a bad character. Now we wait. I, I want to see if chat gets mad. Oh no, I think chat's going to be. 
Every time Theo gets to his point, he mutes for me. He cuts out. Oh, no. Every time. I, I try, I was like, oh, what's it there? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's probably my bad. I don't know. Theo is right. Yeah. I agree. Gohan is a wanker. <laughs> yes, he is. Gohan is a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if wanker. I started? He's a wanker. I don't really agree, but okay. Holy fuck, that oh, take. Wow, where was where the fuck was that shit for us? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone ready Theo's for more Chris? Are we doing this? Uh, no, yeah. we're never ready for more Chris. Christopher would totally be aware of that. Trust me, Kenobi. Not these guys. No, they're they're dumb. And if you thought the Senate meeting scenes were unbearable they were in the good. Phantom Menace, this time around we get to see Jar Jar involved in them. That's not a good sense. enough argument. It's not a good enough it argument. It makes sense that he's the one. All of this stuff is set. You remember like the first 20 minutes, 15 minutes of this film you skipped over? <laughs> where this was begin, begun to have... Where this was... How would I even phrase that? Begun to have been established? Look, it was. Be- I don't even know. It fucking... was established prior in a part that you skipped over. Multiple scenes with Jar Jar were Jar Jar's character, whether you like it or not. He's a, he plays a part in the plot. There is establishing scenes it's, that it's show how Jar Jar got to this point. He's a war yeah. hero. He's uh, been on adventures with Padme previously. He is on her team as a representative or helper. She's booed out of Coruscant. He's going to stay as a representative. He's a part of the Naboo team who have been typically against, at least according to the title crawl, against signing in an army. They need an army signed in. He's now in control of a, as a representation of, of, of Nobu. And they're going to, in front of him, talk about how desperately they need a senator to propose legislation that's going to allow them to legalize an army for the Republic. This stuff is actually really interesting. And the people out there who are like, oh my god, politics, oh my god, it's so boring, oh my god. It's not even that long in this movie. Like, what we just covered takes up, like, less than a minute. It is so beyond frustrating. Like, Mm. pay attention for five seconds, people. It's way more interesting than anything that happens in the sequels. Welcome to my world. Because, you know, too many politics, too much politics, boring politics, confusing politics. It's like, you got to be more specific than that. Oh, I just remembered before Drags left. Did you want to talk more about Obi-Wan's scene with uh, Dooku? Oh. Because I, th- I think that's was what he, you mentioned before he left. Was he about to talk about it, Chris? Is he still about to talk about it, or is he just saying it's I boring? Think, I think he's brushed past it. And he gives emergency powers to Palpatine. No, he suggests the vote for it because no other senators have the courage to suggest it. <laughs> Fucking pay attention. Yeah. So and, uh, the problem I have with this scene is that he wants it and it's just boom. He's got it. There's not mm-hmm. a vote. So it's weird that they, they didn't show us the vote. Either they skipped it montage style or there just isn't one. Or everybody presses a button on their little machines <laughs> like it just gets a green or a red. I don't know. If, yeah, uh, I w- wasn't in the film. It's weird in the film for sure. There's two. There's two uh, instances that can. So there's firstly what Dooku said about uh, hundreds of senators have now under the influence of a Sith Lord called Darth Sidious, right? Um, that in itself warrants its own discussion. But the the point's been made. Uh, Sidious has influence. 
Still over a significant portion of them happily agree to this. I, oh, I believe they'd agree. That's not the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. They still have to vote. Yeah. So, so, to be clear, the scene, he says, emergency powers to the Supreme Chancellor. Then it shows a couple people reacting, like, angrily or happily. It doesn't really matter. And then he says, it is with great reluctance that I accept this. And, 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 and when me and Rags were rewatching this, I was like, oh, I think he's just doing a speech to say that, like, this is a vote that he's in favor of. Okay. Yeah. But then it, it shows us Mace Windu and Yoda, and they're like, so it's done then. He's got the powers. And it's like, oh. And so the, then, yeah, the vote the has happened. Like, as my first thingy that I'll do. Yeah, and it's, it's like I <laughs> like didn't, right I didn't there. realize the vote was done. Like it's, it's weirdly shot. It's weirdly delivered as a scene. I didn't. I guess Jar Jar suggested it, and everyone reacting was them voting? Question mark. Rushed, rushed. I think he proposed a movement. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, a movement I think is less formal than a vote. So a movement, if you get a, the majority of people like agreeing with them, it, there's like... no way they wouldn't put this to a vote. Mm. This basically I, I... makes him temporary dictator. But like they, imp- they, they kind of tell us that it would be put to a vote, didn't they? Maybe but then, to, they, yeah, but like, they don't. I would like to see more of what goes into that vote to try and inform the reservations the Jedi have about Palpatine in Episode Three. Is the implication that he suggests it and that everybody is saying woohoo, yay, yes, and that it just, see, it, like, we all... Because we, we actually made that kind of gag when we were watching it. It's like, oh, I guess the yays have it. Yeah, but there's no way the Senate's run like that. Well, that's the thing. The, the best thing I could make up on the spot is, like, have they all got little voting panels inside their machines and they all press their button within the five-second fucking thing, and that's how it works? I don't know. Also, um, I don't know, did we touch on this, that... uh. Because uh, it's Naboo party proposing this movement, the the leading force against the opposition, uh, sorry, the leading opposition yeah. against the military act carries like so much weight. With the uh, I was like, oh, okay, they're folding. Yeah, let's let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah, is, I want to be very specific. That's my only issue. Is I just wanted recognition that a vote took place, and it's very hard to oh, spot yeah. it in this scene. It almost seems like there wasn't a vote. So he's saying, was, uh, yeah, I, I, can, I can agree to that. Sometimes. And not so to we, mention, because like, in The Phantom Menace, one of the big hiccups with the politics is that shit took time to get done. Also, I swear to fucking God, if they cut out the voting because they didn't want people to be bored with politics, I'll have to kill every single person <laughs> yeah. who, like, complained like, about it. So By I the way, guys... the way they vote needs explaining. That's just hyper-nitpicking. No, there's no voting. That's, that's the problem. That's the thing. That's the problem. Jar Jar just says, I think we should do this. And then seconds later... All right. Mace, Mace Windu done. is like, it's done then. And it's like, whoa. I think the vote. Palpatine was... on the spot gives orders. Like, this is that's my first thing. Da, 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 da. Hmm. And um, I want to clarify, by the way, the hatred of the politics. I blame every person who complained about them. You're the reason the world building is fucked in the sequels. Like, they didn't want to touch politics or the world stage in the, in the sequels, and now none of it makes any sense at all. Totally it turns out it's hard to just conveniently sweep those things under the rug as a sequel. I remember Red Letter Media praising that. They were like, thank god they stopped with the pre... I'm pretty sure Chris Stuckman praised it too. A lot of people did. They were like, Force Awakens doesn't have any politics in it. And it's like, that's not good. It's yeah, not a good thing. Yeah, but now there's no world building. You have no fucking clue it's what's so happening in this universe. It's so hard to follow what the hell is happening in TFA with the world. Lol, they blasted the Republic out of existence. You're like, what? (laughs) The entire Republic? Seriously? How does the the remaining planets in the Senate feel about that? It's like, nah, the Republic's gone now. You're like, that's not... You can... 
it's like this is this is what this is what we think of politics in our movies. Boys, boys, I mean, I really like the Senate scenes in all the prequels. I'm usually quite interested in what everyone's saying. Yeah, I I think so. I like them. And you'll you'll Actually, note with everyone who complains about it, they only ever go as far as saying it's boring, and then play a clip of him saying "Dello Felagets." Dello Felagets. There you go. That's my argument done. It's like, oh, great, thanks. The emergency powers thing. I'm pretty sure the whole reason they're proposing emergency powers is to bypass the system. Like, I think a vote in this instance would be more of a formality. I thought they said they would be though. Era, it would. I, I'm not doubt it would take place, but like, it would be a bit. This is a very rare occurrence. Like, they're they're they've uh, Obi Wan's delivered on a message. Uh, informing also, like, yeah. Jaja says Misa propose. He doesn't say like I grant Chancellor Palpatine powers. He says I propose we give him powers, and everyone goes blah 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 blah, blah. and then it's like <laughs> yeah, it's done. Good. It's like oh wait, was that a vote? Oh, oh, did we do it? I was just saying yes to the pro- oh oh oh. I mean, all right. The main- Meeting was about what? Are we, what the fuck are we going to do about this uh, separatist army that is a mass? Yeah, up our 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 system way of life and uh, the 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 galactic order. We need to do something about this now. We can't wait for a prolonged like you know with uh, with the the Naboo situation. That was a bureaucratic slump because and that's one of the reasons why Padme went back obviously is because um you know she couldn't wait for it to get done it was just an abu issue though it wasn't a galactic uh issue uh they're all faced with a, it's a crisis and they need to act now so yeah, I'm again like, i'm cool with all of this i just wanted confirmation that it was done in the way that they kind of set it up to be done they said their problem was getting someone to propose it to be voted on as far as i remember a ballsy thing to do like well for sure well, i'm okay with even, that like it goes yeah it goes without saying that you can't like jar jar's you, you got to vote on this stuff but remember the whole premise of, of, of a huge amount of the premise of the first one of the first star wars movie was how the senate operates that was hmm. really central to the conflict so not having this it is kind of important well that's an interesting suggestion from wolf media uh, you could have Jar Jar do the speech, and then you never quite like the the, res- the response is suspense, almost maybe even silence, and then the attack People on Genosis confirms yeah. that it would have been voted in. Like that's the surprise. Yeah. There's there's chattering in the Senate room. People don't know what to think. And so we can all wonder how that went when it cuts away. Yeah, I, I like I like that alteration. That's cool. I, I would like them to sow the seeds of what if Palpatine doesn't give up the emergency powers in this film. Um, uh, I don't know. If that's necessary, but I'm okay with it. I would, yeah, I wouldn't call it like a necessary change. I think it would be perhaps would, helpful would to inform say, why uh, the Jedi are so worried about that in the third. Oh, so sorry, Theo. Uh, repeat what you said. Uh, what you proposed? Uh, I just want them to sow the seeds of the idea of what if Palpatine doesn't give up his emergency powers in this film to try and inform what the Jedi are so worried about in the third film. See, okay. Because oh, I was going to say, if you, if you, uh, he does say, um, like, the power you've given me, I will... He does say, I will lay down my power once this crisis has evaded, or once yeah. it's done with. So he does mention it, but, like, you you want the posing to be like, oh, what if he screws us? Like, Yeah, because to me it seems a little bit weird that... The, the Jedi's concerns about Palpatine not giving up energy powers seems to 
come out of nowhere a little bit to me. I don't know about that. I, I, what I, the kind of aspect that I almost enjoy is that everybody treats this as a good. Everyone's like, yes, this is just what we needed. Everyone's rescued. The war's started. We're winning yep. almost that battle. Even Obi-Wan being positive about it. And it's just like nobody's seeing the problem that's arising secretly. Um, I don't know. Sure. It, to me, it's like almost giving more credence to how Palpatine has orchestrated all of this, and I'm mostly okay with it. But uh, and then obviously episode three, where they're like, the war's about to come to an end, and the, it's been extended. Right, his his emergency power has been extended several times, and now they're like, okay, now has to right. be where you give them up. Yeah, no, that's fair. But no, politics is boring. Extended so many times. Yeah, no, it's, it sucks. Yeah, it's got to the. I've responded to videos like this as often as I have. It's gotten to the point where I just get like I pull out a checklist and like mm-hmm. I like politics boring check too much CGI check. It's like the billionth of fucking time I got to hear this same regurgitated nonsense. Um, There's the thing you can't even talk about yeah, it without like, having to address it because everyone just expects you to fucking say it at this point. It's like, what do you think about the politics? It's like hot take. They're not shit. <laughs> like what everyone says. They're we shit. needed more. More, more, more! 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 You know what that means? Jar Jar Binks, the little fucking rabbit, is basically responsible for the downfall of the Jedi. Yeah, it's pretty well put together, actually. Yeah, Yeah. when you look at the scenes that you didn't talk about that established how he got to the place he's in, yeah, there's something to be said about it. It's unironically one of like parts and declared it to be done. It's one of the parts I would probably most celebrate about the three prequels is the idea that Palpatine's created like a terrorist force to give him uh, this position of emergency power to increase his stranglehold on the Senate. It's like that's pretty cool, actually. And uh, the idea that Jar Jar is the one to do it is really not the point. Like, I don't really see... like Jar Oh, Jar Jar's not, a goofy yeah. character, therefore it's bad. It's like, that's not an argument. Yeah. What Jar Jar is doing here isn't unreasonable given the, situ- given the situation. But he's Jar Jar, so it's bad. There's a shit ton to criticize about Jar Jar, and 98% of it is in Episode 1. Yeah, I don't really... How many problem with him in episode two? I don't even know if I have a yeah. I don't even know if I have a problem with Jar Jar in this one. He's um, fine. I get. I think. Go on, Theo. Me, actually, let me go to my notes and Control F for Jar, and we'll see what <laughs> pops up here. Jar, find, find neck. It's just kind of a stupid dude to be manipulated in this film, right? Wait, are you saying yeah. he's perfect for the job in terms of writing, or that? What are you saying? Writing-wise, he's fit for purpose. Like, or he's fit for the purpose that he gets in the film, and there's not much else to say about him because he doesn't really do much outside of that. I guess he would only... be what. I'd... My only reference to Jar Jar in um, this is: I think it's interesting how, and this isn't a. It's it's more of a comment really about how he greets Obi-Wan so enthusiastically and not Anakin. But, um, I just, I, I, there's a difference there and I just think it's interesting. I wonder if there's something behind that. Um, but the only note I have here for Jar Jar is really that there doesn't seem to be a vote to give emergency powers to right. Palpatine when Jar Jar proposes it. Um, and yeah, and I like the idea that it's been 10 years since Phantom Menace and Jar Jar has uh, cooled down a bit and he's actually a bit more understanding and serious about politics. Like, 
yeah. would make sense that after a decade of being by Padme's side that he would have learned some stuff. Yeah, I would have liked to see some would have liked to see some some Jar Jar development. I want that and, and people, accent uh, much. Is, is, what he does isn't and... necessarily stupid, by the way. Yeah, he's not dumb. Like he it leads as... it leads to horrors, but like the idea at the time is that without this clone army, we can't save all of those Jedi. Like that's you know. And then, of course, wars are breaking out. Droid armies are attacking places like G and uh, Kashyyyk in the third film. We need to defend them. And if the Senate are like, nah, we're not going to make an army. It's like, oh, goodbye, Kashyyyk. So, like, the idea that it's like he's an idiot and he voted in power to this guy, which is a stupid idea, I should be like, that's some naive shit right there. I don't know. There's a reason why these, these, these systems were in favor of creating an army to defend the planets in the Senate, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just bold legislation. And Jar Jar was willing to do it once he'd been manipulated in that scene where if only Senator Amidala were here, and then Palpatine's like, hmm, yes. And then they all look at Jar Jar and point at him. And he gets really stressed. And the rise of the Empire. Thank you, Lucas. You, you really know what you're doing, don't you? Yeah, it was Jar Jar. It wasn't all of the systems that were in favor of the emergency powers. Yeah. It was just Jar Jar. Mm -hmm. Jar Jar yeah, gave him a bullet. Single-handedly. If, if it wasn't Jar Jar, it would have been someone else, I feel. Yeah, I think given time, it absolutely would have happened anyway. All you need is yeah. the Separatists to keep taking planets, and eventually the Senate will be like, no, fuck this. It, it's yeah, going to be us eventually. Our shit. Like, this is, so, this is pretty disingenuous, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's just like, mm -hmm. the politics are boring. Also, Jar Jar just gave Palpatine the Empire. It's like, that's not what happened, but okay. You really had that one in mind, didn't you? He just wanted to drive that in a little deeper. Just a little deeper in there with the Jar Jar. Just a little deeper. I feel like, Chris, I feel like Chris is an idiot and people are hearing <laughs> him. And it's just, like, it's... What gave you that like, impression? It's like an, under, an understood but unspoken thing that we just upvote him and watch his videos. He's just first in line. He's got to, he gets a vlog out immediately about anything that's brand new, and he does it for fucking everything. It's inevitable that he would get a channel this big. Like, honestly, guys, I know that some of you have this, so you can do it. Uh, anyone Bring with him? a time machine, go back to when YouTube started and vlog review every movie that comes out, and you'll be as big as him, as long as your production values reach a, you know, a limited standard. Relatively clear video, and a voice that's not nails on a chalkboard. And hell, if, you, if you're if uh, you conventionally attractive, that, you know what, you've just guaranteed it. that you, You're done. You'll be fine. You just gotta get in. It's the same thing with Let's Playing. Like, if you had done it when it started, you pretty much would have been fine, as long as you meet, you know, just the obvious standards. You don't even need to have amazing editing. Just a decent enough microphone, recording the gameplay, and you're good. You lucky viewer could have been one of the million Minecraft channels. Now use your time machines, and then message me uh, with your successful channel and say, like, you were right. I used the time machine and you were right. Because I just, I know it. Don't do anything else with that time machine, though. I feel like a ripple effect could happen. There's going to be another podcast called EFAP <laughs> that suddenly exists and we're a rip-off of, and I'm like, wait, what? 
get to the conveyor belt scene, which basically just looks like Anakin twirling his lightsaber around in some kind of dance move. For the majority of the scene, Padme is stuck in a barrel somewhere while Not Anakin twirls his lightsaber around against CGI. Why are his criticisms all fucking weird? No, I have criticisms of the scene, Mahler, and I know, they're legitimate, and, and he didn't talk about any of them. His criticism is, she's in a barrel and he's twirling his lightsaber. You're like, um... I, I took notes. <laughs> so, criticism, wait, right. chronologically, there's a, he skipped over so much. So much has been skipped over here. Um, like the whole, okay. <laughs> All right, so, what do we do, what's the plan here? I don't what, know, what, what I guess we'll just talk about. Plan? Do we just keep, just go where he's talking, just follow him? Talk about why his let's, criticism of this let's is get his, it could his be criticism. criticism. Let's get his criticism of the scene over first, then we'll do ours. Okay. Robots and strange things. Now, apparently Lucas actually came up with this scene at the very last and kind of shot it on the fly. Now, Spielberg did something very similar with the plain fight sequence in Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that scene worked because of its simplicity. This scene just has way too much stuff going on. And it so that's his... His criticism is it's too complicated. That's not our criticisms at all. <laughs> not even close. Advanced film critic brain can't handle it. Okay. <laughs> I love that he just brings brilliant. in Spielberg. Also shot something late, but it's better yeah. because it's simple. That's how. That's how. Yeah. Hey guys, aspiring filmmakers, film. aspiring filmmakers. If ever you shoot something late, just make it simple and you'll be fine. There you go. I know a film. He's a huge Spielberg fan. Uh, also, also makes an interesting. Uh, Got to check the dates for. Uh, he's going to make a comparison to Minority Report in a second. Um, but like regarding, um, I've heard this thing that like the see there's too much noise going on on the screen, and I never I never understood that complaint about the prequels. Uh, I always thought like if there's a lot of shit going on off screen, CGI or otherwise. I figured every time I watched the movie, I could I could pick up something new in the background, some new little event or detail or something. Like, I, I never understood unless it detracts from what is actually going on right in front of me focusing on i don't really see how that's i'm fine with the factory no. being very busy that's fine with me yeah it's kind of his <laughs> job and if someone was like yeah. i couldn't i couldn't focus on what was happening i'd be like oh i could that was a fun argument yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> i, I uh, see it a lot though yeah. No, yeah, I think that's. Yeah. I, I've. I know that some people complain about the opening to revenge of the sith as being too noisy which is funny to me so I guess we can talk well, about. He's the... not done yet. I don't know. Oh, we'll, we'll, oh boy! As soon more. as all we've gotten so far is oh, the scene boy. is 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 bad because it's complicated because Anakin twirls his lightsaber and because as Padme's in a barrel. These are these are why it's bad. <laughs> it basically just looks like two people dodging a bunch of CGI elements. If you want a conveyor belt scene, check out Minority Report. Oddly, oh, okay, do it like my. I this is I can't stand this shit. It's, this reminds me of. You know what's wrong with Endgame? It's not. It's not the Battle of Helm's Deep. <laughs> it's like, oh, it should have been more like the Battle of Helm's Deep. God Whenever damn. you do a battle in a film, have it be like Helm's Deep. They both have moments in which our hero gets his arm caught in something, and they both came out in two thousand two. And Steven Spielberg and George Lucas are friends. What is? Why are these things? All right. I don't care. All right, but the tell me what's wrong with the scenes. We have a well. Let's see if he let's no, see if he goes to the next scene. Please connections. Now we finally get the scene in which Padme. Yeah, that's it. All right, Fuck off. cool. That's All it. All right then. Well done. Good All job, right. Chris. We are cleared for takeoff. Ladies we can, we and can do our criticisms now. Go. 
Okay, I'll do mine. You can do yours, and we'll see where we're Okay, so I won't take it back too far. Um, I'll start with uh, C-3PO is here. Lars, let them take C-3PO. Yeah, that, I don't... They just took him? That... Stole him. Uh, that's... I, <laughs> I, I, I guess? So we, we were joking C-3PO. about how, like, Lars would be like, where's our fucking protocol droid? Did, did those people just take him? Like, what the hell? Why would they want him? What the fuck? But I need that robot. I only have one leg. I need help around here. It, it, that's valuable uh, to us. And yeah, why is uh, C-3PO cool with it? Why is he just like, well, yeah. fuck it. Does he just follow people? If, they, if mm-hmm. anyone told him to come with them, he'd be like, absolutely, I'm coming. People he say he's Anakin's away. droid. He's not Anakin's droid anymore. He's not uh, Anakin. No, I, I always found that either there was no scene, like, sort of with... It, they just kind of leave while they're in the ship as a, like, straight away as opposed to saying goodbye to the Lars family. I really wish there was a scene that was like, and this I do this before, like, you know, uh, uh, George just wanted to bring C-3PO along for the ride, which he could have done. Uh, he just didn't, like, it's the yeah, same we, thing with Anakin just picking up at uh, at the Naboo Palace with Qui-Gon. But, uh, again, connective tissue. Just needs a little bit more of that. If we, if we had um, the scene where he's like, I created this droid, like, he is mine, and I'm taking him to the Lars. I'd be like, oof, awkward, but all right. You know what well, Mars could have done is you could have had a nice scene where it's like, I heard that, you know, when you were a slave with your mother, you, you made this droid yeah. to help her. I, I think that she would have wanted you to take him <clears throat> with you, and yeah. maybe he'll, you know, something like that. You know, there could have been a good sentimental moment there, but no, he just has it with them now, as if Lars didn't buy um, it and own it, or if it didn't belong... Sickid said, in a deleted scene, Owen Lars gives it to Padme. Is this true? Oh, really? That's I, interesting. I, I must have missed that one. Then. Why wouldn't you well, keep that? <laughs> it's really weird that he's just on their ship. They're like, oh, yeah. hey. Lars is yeah. our connection because... to the... our only connection to the Skywalkers, kind of, in this movie. I mean, Padme, of course, but, like, to the, the Skywalkers as a as a family. It would have been good to have him, them, they're almost, not as, they're almost there just as a cameo. Yeah, and is, does does Anakin show much like, oh my god, it's 3PO sort of attitude much at all? Isn't he kind of just, just like, says, yeah. hey 3PO. Yeah. And 3PO's like, oh, the maker. So I... I think there would there's a really cool scene that they missed, but that's half of our discussion about this film is us um, <laughs> saying that. Uh, saying, yeah. This is the thing. Uh, I I assume this is why Anomaly Inc's got his work cut out for him. People do not know how to review the prequels. Apparently, they really have I trouble. Pain. He's saying I nah. think the prequels are terrible. He thinks they're good. We're both frustrated by these same videos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? like that's just like ultimately what I want to do is just get the. Think. Yeah. I think so, like, this is the thing. Everybody's like, "Hey, don't be talking about how the prequels are good now." That was that was Cosmonauts' video. It was like, uh, "Well, I mean, you don't even know why they have flaws. You can't even identify them." And I hate the whole uh, guys are only, you know people only like the prequels because of the sequels being terrible. Which those people do certainly exist, but there's plenty of people, myself included, who, like I said, I I thought lesser of the prequels for a time, and you, like. It's because of this very fucking video. To be perfectly honest, this was one of the, the one of the videos, one of the three. Is fucking good. Um, but I I never hated them. I always like adored them. Uh, 
and uh, I adore them more so now, probably than ever, really. Oh, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I really did like them when I was a kid. Um, and it's not just because of the sequels. Like, that's garbage. Like, I, I, I watched Plinkett's review for the first time after TLJ, and that was the 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 be all and end all for movie reviews apparently and i just couldn't believe i was embarrassed for the internet when i saw it i was like i was just like pulling my face down i was like you gotta be shitting me this this is it like have you have you responded to his videos yet his video is going to be the finale in my series Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm sort of i'm sort of working my way there getting all my facts checking out the but i I would i would caution you be careful with those ones because you're dealing with oh i know we talk about sacred cows of media. That's the sacred cow of film no. reviewers, as far as I know. I'm approaching it with the if you're gonna shoot for the king, you better kill him mentality. So I'm, <laughs> I'm saving them for last. Yeah, if that's a good metaphor. Um, so the weird thing, the real thing. Um, why did uh, here's what, why did um, uh. Uh, Padme, sorry. Why did Padme assume that there would be a landing pad in the exhaust vents for the factory? Which, by the way, was yeah, an assumption, right? She just says, like, those are exhausts. It's like, how do you know that? Yeah, we that? go there. We go in there. And you're like, that's just the nitpick. That's how they get inside the factory. That's how they get in. <sighs> Whatever. Um, Everything's a nitpick. Uh, th- th- the idea that she could have sure just landed into a puddle of, like, goop. I'm pretty sure that was, uh, like... It's one thing to say, like, to have a landing pad there, true, but um, I think the intent was, like, do we all agree the intent was to hide the ship? Like, park somewhere secluded? It seems to be, like, because like, Anakin says that'll work, and I, I can only assume he okay. means hiding the ship from that. Sure. I still Does think it's have, super like, weird that they're like, oh, look, these are the exhaust vents for a, fac- vents for a factory, let's fly in there. I have a scanner on the ship. Better. Are they, like, well, that, see, that's a, that was, that was going to be my solution suggestion, is that a scanner yeah. shows it, and you'd be like, oh, okay. She, she just points and says that's what that is. And it's like, oh. Scanner show we could use this to get into the factory. Boom. Solved. I'm pretty sure she's um, like on a control panel and then she's like, and then she points. I don't know. I just, I always kind of assume. She it's weird. It's not a big deal. Yeah. A line could have solved it. Just a note. Um, yeah, they have, next. so in a, so C-3PO was talking with R2-D2 and, uh, C-3PO implies that R2-D2 does too much thinking for a mechanic, which is odd because earlier we have um, Obi-Wan saying, you know, if droids could think, we'd be in trouble. Just odd those would both be in the movie yeah, that's, together. I think kind of all we can say about that is there's a wide discussion to have about the sentience of droids in Star Wars, which everybody is still not 100% agreeing on in the community as far as I can yeah. tell. Yeah, the droids think they think. People don't. It's interesting. There mm-hmm. could be something there. I just thought it was worthy of note. Um, why don't they just walk slowly in place on the assembly line? They don't have to go through with the line and dodge everything. Oh, right, yeah. They just slowly walk backwards. Uh, they, they are get, kind of getting like that, though. No, wait, well, so with Anakin, right, As he's if he's fighting things, I'm totally okay with it. But with Padme, she, there's, there's this shot where she stares at the um, the thing that's, like, pressing for a good, like, few seconds and prepares to dodge it. And it's like, dude, just walk backwards. Just go back. yeah. Very strange, I will say. It's very strange. And she, like, follows through um, on it for ages, and it's like, Anakin is getting further and further away from you, Padme. Like, if you just went backwards, you would have been fine, but you just didn't. Uh, yeah, it could have solved a lot of issues, a lot less dangerous. Seems like a, what a normal person would be doing. Well, there you go. Um, Why, uh, wait. I gotta see. 
But before that, remember how yes. they like walk onto this like bridge thing? It's I've, like a half a bridge, and it just yes, detracts I've, for some reason. It's a yeah. It's a little. Uh, this is I, I got a little bit out of order here, but I've got that. Why does R two D two push C three P O into the assembly line That's next. in the pit? The the one before it, where Padme falls off it because it detracts. Why does it do that? Yeah. Why does uh, Why is it there in the first place, and why does it do that when she steps on it? I don't. It's weird. It's just like something that just is, happens. Yeah, it is odd. It's like having a random door on the fifth story of a building that just is the outside. Very odd. Uh, I think it's open the door to begin with. Yeah, well, this is the weird part. Is like, it's, I guess they opened it, and it, there's a little step, and then it just pulls back in, and they fall. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Uh, I guess that's it, a thing, I guess. Without being viewed by the Geonosian, they tried to lock him out, and in doing so, they no, because then R two D two and three PO come. I gotta watch that bit again. Because uh, then it's open, there. and they go through, and R two D two fucking pushes C three PO into the assembly line factory, and we where know... he falls down. It is only saved because a random passing robot happens to be there for him to land on. And we know R two D two cares about three PO because he takes the time to repair him in the middle of a war zone. And he saved his memory files. Fuck that movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue why R2-D2 basically tried to murder his friend. Murder C-3PO I think, here. I think there is the... Uh, the, uh, the uh, I don't know if it was to murder C-3PO. He was just trying to get through I it. love that we're discussing going. that. Like, uh, was R2-D2 I mean, like, trying like, to murder C-3PO? Uh, <laughs> when R2-D2 gets going, he's immediate... Sorry, oh. did I cut out there? Um, when R2-D2 gets going... Um, all right, all right, two things. This doesn't solve the issue, but I'm saying uh, that that push for C-3PO out the thing was a callback to Return of the Jedi, in case you, you probably knew that already. Um, that's one. Uh, I didn't think about that. Reason. I mean, I, 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 I enjoy a callback as much as anyone else, but I want a justification narratively before pointing things like that out. Yeah. What'd you say? Uh, so, so the idea that something's a callback, I consider a really cool meta connection, but I wouldn't use it as an argument for why it's happening in the narrative. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm just saying like yeah, oh, that, okay. that's that's one reason why that scene was like made. Uh, the second reason I believe he did R two D two. Well, sorry, that's the reason why the scene was made. Uh, the reason I think R two D two pushed him out the uh, narratively pushed him out is just to get him out of the way because he had to get going to save Padme because he immediately tracks it, like flies after her and tracks her down, which. Then we got the discussion about the jetpacks, don't we? Like, that's... I'm okay with the jetpack. I think. Have we have we got a time where he could have used it in the OT and should have? That that that's my that's my argument. I think we the, we discussed this last. Did we, did we discuss this? Did, I remember someone saying he should have used it in the swamp. I don't know that it's possible to use boosters in a swamp though. When you're oh, in a swamp, if you know what I mean. I don't know. I, 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 someone could argue like, that the water? swamp goop could get in it and fuck it up. Oh. Oh wait, you mean like in just you're in a swamp, like it, well in Empire when he's in the swamp. Like if someone said he could have used it to, to save himself there, and I'd be like, I mean, if swamp swamp glumps are in your in your mechanics, I could I could see the argument that it fucks up your ability to use boosters. I don't know. I feel like walking would get you more glumped. Um, I'm just suggesting like, uh, that we can you can infer that the boosters weren't going to function while he was in a swamp, and we have no reason to assume think- otherwise. Think we can infer they made that shit up? Oh, absolutely! I think they absolutely <laughs> made up that he can use boosters. The problem is—is is it a problem? 
And the only way we can prove it's a problem um, is if he could have flown when uh, in any of the parts of the OT when he should have. The only like that that was, that's usually my argument for this, uh, when I try and identify RTD2's jetpacks uh, is like yeah, did he have a moment where he could have used it in the OT? I don't think so. He had the option to use it on the barge when he pushed C3PO into the sand, but um. God, uh, return. I'm not sure. Like one of the issues I have with Return of the Jedi is like, how much of the plan did R2D2 know? Like, did he know it was going to get picked up? So he's like, yeah, just evacuate the barge and uh, wait to get. Okay, I'm not uh, collected. Chat. We need to have better standards than that. Several people have said we can just assume they're broken and expired. It's like, come on. We can do better than that. We can. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that. I, think I mean, the lightsaber still were. It's yeah. I don't. I don't know if I believe that. Um, like they even C3PO and R2D2 even get to the door, the door opens, they get to it. There's enough room above C3PO to where R2D2 could just fly over him. Uh, but oh, this is I have another note for this uh moment. Uh, the in fact, this is a moments before C3PO says, Machines making machines, how perverse! What, uh, yeah, is that B for B? C-3PO thinks it's per- perverse for machines to create machines. When you'd think that would be status quo. Yeah, that seems to... I imagine that'd be the norm. Making robots by hand seems to be the worst way to do it. And as much as he was... Maybe that's the point, is that he knows no other system because he was he made by hand. But then again, surely he was made. He was given a, a UI that is aware of the world, you know? Yeah, because... Because is the idea here that here that he was made by hand, so it's perverse for a machines to be made in an assembly line. I guess. Um, I. Uh, 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 sure. no, no, I, I, I actually, I'll concede to that. I, uh, I, I weird. that existed. I that line of that. It's a sex joke. Um, it's a sex joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Robots. There was much fun to make as they are to eat. Uh, so we've got, uh, I guess it's good thing R2-D2 was there to save Padme from the Molten Metal. Maybe that's in conjunction with why he I mean, just yeeted C-3PO off that balcony. Yeah, uh, obviously he would be there because she brought him. She's, he's her droid. And then he, once he finds out that Padme's in some form of danger, he just wants to get to her immediately, and he does, and he, he saves her. Like, that's mostly follows. Uh, it's just, uh, you could argue it's lucky that he got to her a second before she was about to die, I guess. Yeah, and then we have the... It's weird that there's a machine that sort of specifically was designed to trap Anakin's hand encased around a piece of metal and then rivet it into place, leaving his arm unscathed? Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, so, I, the oh. only... Well, the defense I'd have for that one is that... Uh, Think of like a microchip, and it's got like a thing on it, and then this this is a machine. So, um, oh, what are they called, Theo? Do you know what they're called? The plastic, the machines that plastic something forming. Uh, it's when you melt plastic, and um, well, you you heat plastic to a point where it's malleable, and then it gets spread across and a then thing. Stretch it over something. Yeah, and and it, and it gets air sucked, and it's like the idea is to just make a packaging that that matches whatever you're landing it on, and I think that's what that machine's supposed to be doing. And Anakin's arm being there means the machine is like, right, I'm building around this uh, this arm as well as whatever else is there. 
a vacuum form. Yeah, like like I can believe that's what's happening so, there. I guess it's just weird that it still it I, chops his lightsaber out though. Yeah, because it chops it. Because it because if it's forming around it, then it chops it, but just enough to chop the lightsaber, and not his actual hand. Yeah, it doesn't hand. fatally chop his fucking arm off or anything. So that's not un like I I get the formation of it, I guess, but then the slice that happens after. Yeah, I I don't think it it should have like it doesn't really make sense. I can't really make that argument, and then I can't account for the lightsaber getting chopped really. Yeah, it was done so that his lightsaber was damaged and unusable, so he could be captured. Right. There are better ways to have done that. Um, how it happened was silly. Yeah, well, all you need um, to do is have Droidicus turn up with Django with shields on, and it's like, don't move, Jedi. And it's like, yeah, this is a threat. You're going to yeah. lose. Uh, and they do. Uh, Django arrives. A terribly, a horrifically bad Django arrives and with Droidicus, and they capture him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this goes into the CGI thing of why did they not just use Django in the suit? Why did they CGI that? Especially because I think well that was asked last time Anomi was here, right? Yeah. And you said that it was a reshoot, yeah. and that's why they did it that way because it wasn't available. I mean, like yeah, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I said like yeah, this sequence uh, was very unplanned, guys, and uh, like yeah, it's also because of how they. I like it's also because like Django's uh, down his jetpack. They have CGI. I'd imagine. I mean, I'm, I just, I'm I just fine with they the don't CGI need it, of the jetpack's effects, but even in the second cut, all he's doing is standing there pointing a blaster in the center of the frame. Even if you don't have the actor, if you have the armor, that's all you need. True. That is a good point. That's a good point. Um, but that's uh, just a, some assembly line thoughts pumped out with well, I was going to say, the amount of time we just spent on that is about the length of his review, so... <laughs> <laughs> Also, oh, wow. with regards, did, did you guys say this? I'm sorry, my mind. Um, like, what Anakin gets his arm trapped in, isn't that like the arm built for the super battle droids? Uh, well, if you look at, if you pause it, his arm is actually occupying a space to the right of the actual mold. Like, his arm is, is you can see this bump where his arm is, as, as if the metal is forming around him, which, again, I can deal with that under the idea that it was never going to affect anything that's on the plate itself. It was only going to build around it, but that doesn't account for how they chop off the lightsaber. It makes me... I don't know why it would mold around his arm instead of of just melting it, essentially. But the thing is on... But but the thing, the, the mold it's supposed to go around, it's still on the plate when his arm is on it. Yeah, so... This is kind of hard to explain, but like... we just Think of like a blank tile and then you put a banana on it and uh, there's gonna something's gonna form around it and it'll make a banana shape as it comes down right if i put my hand there and the banana it'll still have that banana shape it'll also now have a hand shape there for my hand and i think that's what's what's supposed to happen is just the banana but when he puts his arm on there it it folds around that as well um i'll i'll consider yeah i'll just sit Yes, but but the, the, just... the issue is that it does chop his lightsaber in half, and I, I don't see why it wouldn't have avoided that. Yeah, I mean, like... I go. So when it lifts up, you have that piece, and now his arm is trapped inside of that piece? It's not in it, the piece mm, itself. I'll try and, I'll try and pull it up. Um, yeah. There's, there's shots where you can see that it's like it's made a space for his arm. Um, also, I don't want to play too much. Do, do, do. Bear with us, chat. We're doing some fact checking. So, and this is kind of like a close up of it. 
Yeah. So, okay, with the, with the screenshot you've just gotten, right? So, you, can you see how normally it would just be that like big chunky thing, and there's like that weird. Yeah. That's where his arm is. It looks like it's not supposed yeah. to be there. It's just a really. It's really weird that it would do that. Um. Well, th as you can see from this sheeting, it looks like it's made to just form around whatever's on this platform or this tile, which the, to me is consistent. Uh, uh... Yeah. Like that's what it's doing. This whole the one thing I yeah. might caution is that surely this shit is hot, and so his arm should be in yeah, pain. Yeah, then it gets welded. Um, and I suppose you can then actually account for the chopping being that this is phase. You know, let's just call it five out of ten, where they wrap a tile, a sheet around a pre-made thing, and then the next process is to slice this metal off, and they catch his lightsaber in one of the many slices that which freezes his arm but also destroys his lightsaber. Yeah, we we yeah. good? We good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah I get it. It's mm. it happens quickly as well, and I think most audiences me members are supposed to just be like, okay, whatever that was, that's what happened. Yeah. So, um, Chris, take it away. Right? Is that where we're at? Chris, or... <laughs> go. What are we talking about next, Chris? Tell us. Confesses her love to Anakin by saying, "I truly, deeply love you," because that's what people say. I'm not against the, that line. I just want yeah. more reasoning for the, her to deliver that line. I, I didn't. I didn't I, really. I'm fine with that. Like what the uh, the Sargo. I just. I just wanted more reason to believe she would say that. I'm, I'm okay with the line itself. People. People do say stuff like that. <laughs> it's fine. That, that line could be a great moment coming from effect. the right place. Romantic confessions can be cringe sometimes, but I don't think it was cringe. I found it very wholesome, and like I, I think it. it given the circumstances like it was appropriate she was just like finally letting herself like feel her emotions and like just embrace it you know uh, logic be damned it was like she, she was the one putting pumping the brakes and you'll notice as well after they pump the brakes in Naboo uh, Anakin doesn't approach her again romantically he completely like uh, can you guys hear me sorry yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Yeah, Anakin like uh, agrees with her. It's like, okay, yeah, you're right. We can't do this. It'll destroy us. Um, and the thing I like about the romance is like, uh, for the first half, you're seeing Anakin follow Padme to Naboo, and he's seeing her in her elements, like her where she grew up, her culture, blah blah blah. And then for the second half, you, she's seeing him in his element you know, where he grew up. Yeah, his. Uh, uh, dynamic with his you know, step family, the conflict with his mother. Um, they get to know each other very well because they come from two different worlds, and each gets to see the other in their world, in the in the world they came from. Um, and I think, it, like again, they. Um, I think it, it warrants more discussion, but what I'm trying to say is like I think it it feeds quite nicely into that that moment when they're about to be executed, and she just she comes out, and she's the one to tell him because he had already decided back at the fireplace that like you know. It's regrettable, but yeah, I can't. You know, we can't do this. And she was the, ra the, the rational one who, you know, put a, put a foot down. So yeah, we can't. You know, she made the choice, and he agreed with it. And now she's the one who's coming out to him, but pouring her heart out essentially. When in that scene, it was the other way around. Um, I like the idea that, as you said, that 
they saw each other in their own homesteads, and maybe even maybe the scenes with Padme's family would have worked. I don't know. I'd have to see them uh, or rejigging it, or whatever. I just um, I don't know. Without without going into too much depth, I just I don't know that they took advantage of all of that. I, I like it on paper. I don't know that they really worked as well with it as they could have. And just when she delivers the light of like, I truly deeply love you. I'm just sitting there like, wow. All why? Right. Why? Mm. What do you see in this person? Uh, according to Natalie Portman, a, a part of it is like seeing that he's like, and not just seeing that you know, he's like that uh, wholesome kid from back in the day, but like all grown up, the handsome stuff. But she also sees him as like uh, something damaged that she can like fix, uh, you know, like a, the, the fixable, damaged intrigue allure of uh, Anakin is, is part of what uh, tracks. But yeah, I, I don't know if you can really counter that. That's an outside. She doesn't even try to fix him. Uh, what? All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I missed that completely. I just completely cut out. I, I would just say she didn't even try to fix him. I don't <laughs> see that in the films. I don't see it either. Yeah, no, like the idea, uh, like yeah, a, I, I, like I a think... scene where she's trying to therapize him about killing the the sand people, for example. I, like we don't really look get at this like shit. That. Right, the best we get is to and, be and angry, opt... to be human. Like seriously, yeah, well, she opt, and she does, opt, and she does opt to go with him to Tatooine when she could end the safety of the. That's her protection. She knows she can't not go with him. They can't be separate. They have to be together. She could have opted to stay. Uh, he is breaking the rules. He's leaving her. She opts to go with him. But, that's, in, in but secluded... that doesn't really solve the question. That's that's kind of... We could just frame the argument as why would she go with him? Like, what is there about him that she likes to go with him? I don't know what, what I mean. Like, um, I'm just... Uh, well, I'm, like I'm saying, like, that's playing to what Natalie said about the character. That, like, you know, I may see age individual uh humanitarian who wants to help him that's what she said that's Uh, i can take what she said seriously with respect to what we actually see in the films but if it doesn't if i don't think the boot fits then i can't really i can't really agree with her interpretation of events i get what she yeah i get what she says if we're looking at this from a purely like conceptually when you look at the film, like the idea, the the broad idea, but in execution, there's just none of that comes through in anything approaching a convincing way. Uh, again, the, it's more of a discussion, but yeah, look, let, let's let's agree, let, let's cap it off there. I, I get you, I get right. your perspective. Mm-hmm. All righty, all right, Chris, what's next? To people who they're in love with. And of course, rather than just killing them while they have them captured, they set up this elaborate gladiator-like battlefield. Yeah, why not? Tell Um, me why not. Okay. Yeah, I I won't make the argument. I want to see if he does. Okay. Which they are forced to fight against various creatures. Now, some of this scene works really well. Not a lot of music at first. There's some good humor there, but it's kind of stupid how the only injury in this scene is purposely just made to Padme to reveal her belly. 
Why is that stupid? <laughs> Absolutely no complaints. Fucking excellent choice. Excellent. Thank you, George. I think and it's the... odd because she gets scratched on the back, not on the... Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. It, it, it claws her in the back and it peels off the entire thing, which wouldn't happen, but hey, I mean, you know? Complaint. It seems Absolutely as though they not. had they had a, a thing they wanted to do, and they, by gum, they did it. And it was glorious. She's probably going, oh, like, what is it with me in long sleeves in the desert? <laughs> also, that's a good point. Um, also, he has gone on record in his Return of the Jedi video saying, like, Slave Leia, the young boy, like, I loved Slave Leia. The young boy in me really liked it, and it really helped with puberty. And I'm like, so why the fuck are you criticizing oh. Padme? Wait, Maze really? Fucking... Chris said that. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, paraphrasing a bit. Puberty. Wait, can wow. we... hang on. I want to be clear. <laughs> what, 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 are you, what are you saying? He said. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just like basically, um, Return of the Jedi slave Leia. He's like, you know, he didn't mind, you know, that she was like purposely looked to make to be attractive. Basically, what Padme is, what George is doing with her. Which again, thank you, George. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah, he basically he's making this. It's inconsistent. As I'm trying to say he, he's making the flame all this shit to like nitpick about Padme. Um, but in his Return of the Jedi video, paraphrasing, basically like I didn't mind Slave Layer, and uh, yeah, that that somewhat helped with my puberty growing up. Um, Slave Layer was all right. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not. So I'm like, I, yeah, like, I don't want to pursue it further. It's just helped with puberty. I'm like, okay, <laughs> strange way to phrase that. <laughs> that's just what he said, more or less. Because she's supposed to be sexy in this one. So finally, we get some kind of something happening. A whole bunch of Jedi just decide. Okay, I think so. Rags, okay, what did you yeah, want to say? There's... So I marked it down that I think it's really odd that they would. I'm not sure how, like, in terms of the spectrum, how serious of a criticism this is. I'm still more of a note. So they decide to have two Jedi and a senator. And they've, they've got him captured. You could do anything with him that you want at this point. You could say, hey, how come y'all are sneaking around our factories, killing our people, doing all this stuff? Um, do they use them as bargaining chips? Do they do anything with them? Do they... No, what they do is they have this big, super, you know, this big public execution thing, and everyone's going to see him get killed. Um, this is very. This is basically a declaration of war by the cis at this point. And I'm. If they didn't decide to do this, then when the clones show up, they would have no right to attack the cis. Oh, sorry. The, this. The, I mean the, the separatists. The separatists. The CIS. The Confederate yeah. Confederation. Oh, gotcha. Inner gotcha. stuff. Well, I just um, always thought that they were charged with espionage on Geonosis. This is a Geonosian. Have public executions. It's simple as that. And there was it's not as simple as that because the Geonosians are where the whole of the Trade Federation, or at least a huge part of it, is. Dooku's there. Um, Sidious obviously knows about all this stuff. This is a big deal, and appealing to you know local custom. This is bigger than that. Um, the, so in fairness, deal the deal the deal to get the Trade Federation into the Separatist army was to kill Padme as well. Okay. So that's motivation for yeah. them to execute her at the very least. Mm-hmm. And the other two? Well, so the other two, that's the thing. It's dodgy as fuck, surely, to execute Anakin and Obi-Wan? I don't know. Yeah, because that, that... I mean, that's the thing, there's three of them. 
they, I mean, if, why, you, you can't do this and then say, pass it off as, no, we haven't seen them, or, oh, no, it was an accident, or, no, they, they're, like, this is going all the, the way. They broke the law. I'm pretty sure they broke the law, though, as my... Oh, yeah, they sure, they broke the law, but having a big spectacle of an execution like this as a result of that, like, that's a really big leap. Was it, there was a trial in the deleted scenes, as I mentioned. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. I, uh, yeah. There was. Well, would you... Yeah, there was. It's like they didn't think about it. Well, to, some um, people in chat have said like this. Cut, this movie's already really long, so why do we want that? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't care. I want everything um, that needs to be there to be there. Yeah, there's probably things we can cut or move around, but like, I don't know, trial scenes like sounds like it could be pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I wish um, it would I give wish us motivations. motivations. Yeah, it's like it's motivations for what the 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 why they're doing it it would tell us why because if they outright said yeah this is going to be our official declaration of war by doing this which is wow that's a strong arm move especially if you're part of like the the federation itself and all the planets involved is this how you want to go into it like are you I'm, i'm curious how many of these the the people who are part of the separatists actually won the galactic civil war and how many just want to dip out and leave this is going to ensure a war and i think that like even this has political implications that are totally skipped over i think uh, we could have had a scene to really smooth that out um i'm not sure how i what i would put in there mm-hmm. but something to help us grasp why they have decided that yes we're going to execute these jedi Yeah, and if you're going to declare a war in such a fashion, would you do it? Would you not want to do it with something more tactical, like a surprise attack or something like that? There's stuff to be explored here. Seems well, like hard. I, I don't know. It seems like a weird way to rally people to your cause if that's a concern at all as well. Yeah. Like, for some people, it would be like, yeah, but then other people go, wait, you held a show execution <laughs> of two Jedi in a Coliseum death like, match? Fuck. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. the Geonosians That's fucked it. up. Um, so, should um, we kick on? Or? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Hey, we should probably contribute because there's like 500 of us. We should probably do something. I mean... Finally. So, Chris, because finally? You, you, you just aren't paying any attention, the Jedi this whole time have been trying to heal the wounds of all the different planets that are having all different disputes right now. That's where they that's all what are. what Obi-Wan was doing in the very beginning of this film, by the way. And that's Every... what they were doing at the beginning of Phantom Menace. That was like one of the first instances yeah. of how this was all beginning. Every they gotta Jedi get props group. where props are due. The prequels are arguing that the Jedi are all big old peacekeepers trying to keep everything in check mm. and thinks they're okay. And so Mace Windu was like, I'm going to take what Jedi we have, basically in Coruscant from what the sounds of things, and take them to Geonosis mm. to try and rescue Obi-Wan. So, yeah, that's all it's all there for you. But see what I mean? Like, Doesn't this come across to you guys as a bit like hyper-surface level? The Jedi are finally waving their swords around like they should be. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah but there's re- now they have an army. Now they know where to go. Now there's this big gathering where they're going to kill these three people that they can't kill. Yeah, this is it. This is the breaking point. We are now at war. Well, yeah, this is this is the beginning of the war in a Geonosis. Yeah, and so you wonder, 
what if this here's the thing if they hadn't have killed these three people what if they were still being held by this place on trial what if they what if the trial hadn't happened yet the jedi arrived and the geonosians are like no no no, they're criminal they came here and they broke our laws we're going to try them in a court of law you can't just have them they're in custody Mm. that's already more interesting but yeah yeah. and it's like this there's implications to all this stuff and interesting things to explore here Tradition of killing off Fett characters in very abrupt ways when Mace Windu cuts off Jango Fett's head. And he just had to put what? 3PO's head... Wait, that's it? That's your oh. commentary? That's it. That's all we got, folks. Hey, Jango Fett died about. abruptly. This is like Boba Fett dying abruptly. Whoa. You mentioned the part where his head oh. doesn't plop out. Like, there's a there's a point Rick actually picked up on a little. Um, this cool, the two cool details about the Django Mace Windu fight is that the first, when his head is chopped off, the the head comes out in the silhouette so that it yeah. isn't fucking awkward as hell when Boba he- picks up the helmet and his head doesn't just fall out. But luckily, it, it, it does make sense that that happens that way. And secondly, being that his jetpack is damaged by the the dino, and then when he tries to activate it, when Mace Windu gets really close to him, he can't. It's broken and it just like sputters, and then his head comes off. Both neat picks. Um, I the only notes I have on this part is that Padme escapes her cuffs, cuffs with a lockpick, but doesn't give it to the others. So dick move. <laughs> That's true. Um, when Django's using uh, the flames on Mace Windu, he's CGI'd, I think, which is odd. Hmm. Um, the Jedi just show up, which is kind of the point where I'm saying, man, for how important this planet is for you, your security is fucking shit. People just fly in, yeah, they can should, hang around, it, it they just show mind up. That so many people can just arrive in Geonosis without anyone in Geonosis' fucking knowledge. They have to just randomly spot them or just deal with them as soon as they arrive. It was a mass Jedi infiltration. And we're, and we're shown several donut ships outside of Geonosis as well. And it's like, what were you guys doing? We were on break. Chilling. <laughs> um, I think there's one more thing. Uh, when the Jedi are in the arena in the pit and they're surrounded and Dooku has that little ceasefire moment, he says, uh, surrender or you're going to die. And Windu's like, we will, we refuse to be used as bargaining chips. And that's that. They're going to die. None of the other Jedi are like, actually, I'd love to be used as a bargaining chip. <laughs> I'd be on board with being die. a bargaining chip. This is the... Yeah, this right here, especially because they know that rescue is on the way. So instead of stalling for time, right? They're just like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather die here pointlessly instead of being, you know, like, living. Kind of, Windu just makes that decision for everyone, and everyone's just fine with that, I guess. So, yeah. Head hmm. on a robot body throughout this scene, you know, for comic relief. To be completely honest, my fondest memories of this scene don't even involve the movie. They involve the game Star Wars The Clone Wars which I, I enjoyed that. playing. And when young I'll Boba Fett picks up Jango's head, I always just expected his head to just go like plop, like right out from the helmet. I mean, that's where his head no. is, right? He... Nope. No, nope. you didn't pay attention. It's okay. It's okay. It's quick. It's I'll, let him, I'll let him go it's for that It's actually an easy thing to miss. If, yeah, like, it's know, okay. I can, I can never yeah. see how he missed it, but it is... It is... Cut no, off sure his head. Did. The head didn't roll out of the helmet. Critic. It's in nope. the helmet. Oh, it's, it's a bit awkward when he's pushing it. Like... Yeah. Chris, if you're going to push it, you should probably have checked. But all right. Yeah. Shouldn't it just kind of fall out and be like this horrific thing? 
I can't just go, oh, that's my dad's head. Okay, now you really need to just yeah, give up. Stop. Yeah. You're not funny. That's the oh, thing. I'm going to be evil and avenge him. As I was watching, slowly but surely, mm -hmm. I began to think I was watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know, a movie in which real people interact with cartoons. Because seeing Mace Windu in this blue screen environment just flailing his purple lightsaber everywhere and then talking to a floating CGI Yoda and looking at creatures that don't exist. I'm just like, is this really just a cartoon with some... Why, why does... He sucks. Uh, he just sucks. Why uh, does he suck? If you're going to make this point, I see where you're coming from. This is not how you argue it. This is how... This is how you make me argue against a point I could see myself making. He's really fucked up too because he's implying now that like Who Frame Roger Rabbit has issues there because it's like it's like watching unbelievable talking to cartoons. I can't I can't handle this. It's like what, what? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. I can't remember how good their you know their acting is essentially. Real people in there every once in a while. And next we get what is, hands down, the worst lightsaber fight in the entire saga. Even if there wasn't anything of real internal emotional oh, conflict going on <laughs> in the Phantom Menace fight, <laughs> it was at least really cool to look at with good choreography and Darth Maul. This one has all these awkward shots of them just twirling lightsabers above their heads, close-ups and this strange... Oh hey, he's like Cosmo, where he just, he just says that and apparently that's a criticism. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I disagree with it as much as I did then. I need someone to better crystallize what the problem is with that scene. Mm -hmm. When you can, you can definitely justify a lot of the actions going on in that scene instead of just being like, it's like they're doing anything. Hmm. All right, um, just so we're clear, if he's talking about the lightsaber fight, has he skipped the battle? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. all right. All right, then. Nothing well, happened during the battle ranks. Nothing. Yeah. Well, we attempt at some kind of art film moment. And of course, the obvious Count Dooku stunt double. Now Yoda shows yeah. up. Let's, let's, fucking Christopher Lee can't do this, okay? Like, come on. Yeah, like, you're kidding, right? And honestly, I didn't even. I was fooled. I was fooled when I saw this. It's like, it can move. Um, but like, it wasn't obvious to me. I'm always. Oh, it's like, uh, I'm fine with it. The fact that they I had just... to CGI his face onto a stump double, I'm fine with it. Don't be careful. I just wanted to lash out at Chris, because I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Let's talk about that. He takes his lightsaber, he starts jumping around and flipping and everything, and it's nuts. And people loved it for some reason. Some people really liked that scene. I don't know why. It's one of the dumbest moments in the entire saga. What does Yoda say in The Empire Strikes Back? He says the Force is not about muscle. This crude matter here. No, I thought about that. Remember that? It's not about your lightsabers. Please, go ahead and argue to me that Yoda would let people die because he's just so into pacifism. That's the thing. I There's a tiny little nugget of an idea here that he just can't <laughs> articulate and doesn't even, couldn't explain and completely the, fails at. The idea, I think, of where you actually go with this isn't, it has nothing to do with Yoda as a pacifist. It's to do with Yoda's role in the Jedi Order and what he should represent about it, I think. Yeah, more of a meta I mean, argument. Should we be seeing him doing these things? Is that something it, yeah. that we should be seeing? Should he, and my response is no, we have Mace for that. Yeah, I'm okay yeah, with Yoda the... never pulling out a lightsaber in the prequels, but I'm I'm still yeah. not quite on team he should never do it. Yeah, like, he's the last person who would do it, but he would do it. You bet your ass he would. If he was to fight, I would... <laughs> I... Would you exclusively have fight, him using the Force, I guess? Should be... Yeah, I think it's... He should... 
it's forced usage rather than with a lightsaber. Yeah. It's all about who, you know, mastery of the force and da, da, yeah. da, da, da. they keep finding stuff. They keep pushing, they keep lightning. They, it's all about that. And all the while he's like trying to protect, you know, that's the, that's the edge. That's how you can tell Count Dooku's got evil in him because he's trying to like finish off Anakin and Obi-Wan and Yoda's trying to protect him while fighting off Dooku. You know, he could show how powerful Yoda is and how he's great. And... Mm. But you know, that's a, uh, that's I love how you, he, people say he just pulls out a lightsaber and that's that. He fucking uses the force in self-defense first. Like, he doesn't even, he's not even the first to draw his lightsaber. Dooku is. Well, it's, it's kind of Yoda like, it's, it's kind of a just, it's just, look, you have, Yoda turns up to, to help his Jedi friends. Okay, we're already going to have a force battle. It's like, but what if he's dealing with somebody who, like, how does, how does Yoda, does he just crush them with the force? What if they, you know, like, to me, I'm just like, what if someone pulls a lightsaber on him? Is he just going to? Use force, Die. force, force field when the lightsaber can't pierce it. I don't know. This is the thing. It's complicated. Um, the idea that he's a teacher for Jedi, but he doesn't use a lightsaber ever. It's like, I don't know. Seems weird. So, um, someone mentioned it in the chat, and I think this would might be might work out, is that Yoda doesn't actually hold the lightsaber. He uses it, but he doesn't actually hold it. Like, Yoda's so good. So... Oh, do you mean like he's floating so it? powerful. Kind of, yeah. I the lightsaber is, that. yeah, he's like in front of him. It, it's in front of him. He's controlling mm. it, and Dooku's kind of fighting it, almost to where it even surprises Dooku to show how powerful Yoda is with the Force more so than the lightsaber. Um, and it would allow for Yoda to be doing Force stuff with his like hands, kind of while the lightsaber is. I feel like choreography-wise, you automatically win if you're doing that because you can slide the weapon around however you want, and it'll get past. You know what I mean? Like how lightsabers work. You just tilt it upward and upward around like this. I don't see how you can't be defeated by somebody who can levitate it and move it around however yeah, they want. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying mm. to make it work. Um, I don't know. Fuck it. Maybe, I worry that it well, might look silly, but it's hard to. Yeah, it's. I think yeah, that happens in Stardust. Long. Hey, chat, That's confirm good. for me with your memory, because I know some of you have seen that movie. Does a does a guy battle a sword that's floating in midair in that movie? I think that happens. All of this would be solved if we went with our desire to have a scene where this scene, instead of them like fighting in this way, they're, they, they have a conversation because Dooku was Yoda's Padawan. They have a lot of history together. So having some kind of closure, having Dooku explain this to Yoda, maybe talk about the Sith, maybe talk about the reason why the, uh, the Separatists want to leave having some kind of a acknowledgement that any you know we're we're done we're finished we knew each other and that's just that's nothing anymore we're enemies now it didn't have to be this way but i see no other way um or yoda chastising dooku for having gone down the wrong path something cuz they have yeah. years and years and years of history that's just not ever touched he fights a dead body holding a sword okay Ah, oh, that'd be cool. Yoda force controls a body that's fighting for him, like a. Oh god, that sounds <laughs> evil. <laughs> yeah, there's no optics wise. Like even even Obi Wan is like, dude. <laughs> it's like it's it's not immoral per se, but it's like really weird. Anyway. 
not about flailing around. It's not about doing fucking barrel rolls in the air. Barrel roll. I mean, Do it makes barrel. technical Oof. sense why he might be doing this because he's so tiny and light and he no, springs around. No, it's not about crude matter, okay? No. Uh, yeah. Roll. That's Use the boots to take. Please stop this edit. It hurts. I I get Use it. Use the boots. Get through. Didn't go through anything. You're becoming a better pilot. So Anakin and Padme get married. The end. That's it. Oh. Yeesh. No, but to be no, completely the Sidious meet up and no. No, it's dead. They're they're. <laughs> it's done, the bro. Rags, it's done. Army begun the Clone Wars. To have, <laughs> no. And Clone Wars didn't begin. Sidious. This is a this is a weirdly structured review, honestly. This. <laughs> Honest, Attack of the Clones is actually my least favorite film in the entire saga. Yes, I have as much Jar Jar, and yes, Jake Lloyd isn't in it, but it's replaced with another person who's horrible as Anakin as well. And at least Phantom Menace didn't have any of that awkward, cringeworthy, romantic dialogue, and it at least had Darth Maul as well. This doesn't even it's have Darth Dooku. Maul, the lightsaber fight doesn't even work, nothing. Mm -hmm. He says this as if just Darth Maul standing in one of the scenes would have just made the film better. Yeah. Look, Darth Dexter Maul. Jester. Dexter Jester. Yeah, he's not even accounting for Dex, man. Dex fucking gave this film... It pushes it to at least a 10 out of 10, at least. Elevated it, yeah. ...about Attack of the Clones works. That being said, you can still watch it as a Star Wars movie. The same what does that even mean? <laughs> is yeah, that, is that you giving us permission? I don't know. How do I watch it... ...as outside. anything else? <laughs> yeah. How do I watch it as not a Star Wars Can I watch film? it as a Lord of the Rings movie? That's an odd way to like, interpret you know, it. It's still, it's, it's still Star theory. Wars, so you can still love it. You can give it a pass, that sort of mentality. Sorry, Theo, I didn't mean to. No, don't worry. Couldn't you say that about the sequels, though? Like, what stops people from saying that? It's just Star yeah, Wars. Like a... You can enjoy oh, it yeah. as Star Wars. It's like, thanks, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Oh, he still maintains this, by the way. He says he maintains He maintains what, sorry? Uh, in his Rise of Skywalker review, he's like, yeah, it was disappointing, but, you know, I still rather watch any of the well, yeah. I I didn't dislike watch. I don't think this movie's good. I still I didn't dislike watching it. I was paying mm -hmm. attention. I was looking for the little yeah. things here and there. I was looking for clues, taking notes. There's stuff here. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. It doesn't same um, grade that I gave Phantom Menace, even though I on the things I love <laughs> the sequels. I like it less. Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones gets. A C minus. Also, I want to give a. After that review, oh it's a C minus. After all the stuff that he said, all the things that he did, it got. That's a C minus. Dude, I was never, ever going to be able to predict what grade he was going to give it if it's based on, like, that sort of system after what he said. I, I, I could have gone anywhere from, like. How does that come out to a C minus? It could have been an F from everything yeah. he said. I don't know. Yeah, that's How many good things did he have to say? Like, once? And then he, Not a lot he of shoved a criticism on top of it? Somewhere between an F and a D minus is what I would expect. Where does C minus come from? Yeah, what did... How have we arrived here? Huh. Hmm. Oh! oh you know what? Telekinesis sword? Oh my god, is this... Was this the second Scooby-Doo movie? Does Sarah Michelle Gellar fight a floating sword? Is that what my memory is? Chat, confirm. <laughs> oh my god. Is that where I'm getting this from? Floaty sword battle? I, the idea can work really well. It just depends on who's doing it and what they look like while they're doing it and, like, the weight of it. Um, Balthazar, 
Guild Wars 2 is a great example. This, he's got a great sword. He's God of War and Fire. He's got this big-ass sword. And when he fights, he doesn't hold the sword. He he swings it around like it floats around him magically, but it makes these very heavy slashes, and it looks really, really impressive. But, yeah, with Yoda, it's, it'd just be different. It'd be tiny and quick and nimble, and it wouldn't be the same. It'd be weird. Molly, you're mixing up your movies again. Yeah, I did. Apparently that was the one I was thinking of, not Stardust. All right. What the dead knobs and broomsticks? I haven't heard of that in ages. That's your fault. Broomsticks. That was 1971. Oh, I love... When I was a kid, I loved it how the Nazis would fight the armor and the stuff, and they just... Oh, it's so good. Thank you to Piot Michael for helping me out with his brilliant George Lucas impersonation. I was so thrilled when he said he would help with this video. Here's a presentation from him. You have just experienced an impression by Piot Michael. That's right. I did the impression of George Lucas, and I had fun it was collaborating bad. with Chris. I, mean, I was okay it was with it. Fine, fine with I guess. It. Yeah, it, it's just that... It was okay. You're too loud and close to the mic compared <laughs> to the rest of it. You got you got some work to do. Calm if you down. enjoyed that impression, head on over to my channel, Poke the Chef, P O K E D A C H E F, and you'll see a whole bunch of other impressions. All right. I guarantee it. Over here, I've uh, sort of been stuck monized. <laughs> so, guys, I hope you enjoyed my review of episode two. Oh. I'm going to be back next month with my review of episode three. And oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oh, jibbity jaggles. If you missed my review of Phantom Menace, that's on my channel right now. Oh, Guys, good. thank you so much, as always, for watching. And if you like this, you can click right here and get stuck manized. Ew. We did it. Congratulations, everyone. Hey. That is the. F we finally covered Chris Stockman. It's, it's been for uh, never done before. I'm so proud of us. It took us 10 years. Not totally because we just decided to talk about everything he brought up in our own way. <laughs> so uh, I'm surprised it took you this long to get to it, to be perfectly honest. Well, in like I said, in fairness, it, this is the only we've never done it like this before. Where we're like we're, we're almost ready to talk about you know a whole movie, and we're relying on the reviewer to bring up topics to discuss. But he's he's so thin on every one of them that we have to fill in the gaps. There was a lot of gaps, um, but I guess you know, in saying like final, how does that how does that fare in terms of his reviews, Anomaly? What what would you say as a fan of his work? Well, it's aged terribly for me because, I, again, these were the these were the videos that first soured me on the prequels uh, considerably when I started paying attention to the internet. Uh, I didn't really see an issue with them prior to that. Oh, I go as far as to say, honest trailers, kind of. Uh, made me aware that most people hated them, but these were the movies I like. Took his gospel and like the Last Jedi. Like I was, this stuff was my dude back in like pre TLJ, which is like the event. Was <laughs> the event? Uh, pre TLJ, everything Stockman said, I just nodded and smiled and was like, yes, yes, sir, yes, this, this is yes, this makes it yes. Um, Post TLJ, after watching his review and spoiler review. Fucking changed everything for me. I fucking had to reevaluate everything, and yeah, these these videos aged like garbage. Uh, I still like him. I still support him. I still find him entertaining um, uh, and likable. Uh, but yeah, these weren't these weren't good vids.
and I feel ashamed forever. <laughs> and I'll cover them eventually on my own series, like in format. That's just yeah, shame forever. Covers my Theo. What did you think of the video? Uh, I thought it was really bad. If uh, please tell me more about your opinions. That's all I want from you, Mister Video Essayist. <laughs> This is all I want. Tell, tell me, me why. You... Just tell me why. Seriously. Rags, what did you think? That was pretty worthless. Yeah, it was like a... Like you bite into... Well, nothing burger, I guess, is the idea, right? It's just like... Yeah. It's a burger, but you bite in, it's just air. And you're like, oh. The thing is with Chris is that there's no difference between professional veteran super galaxy brain film reviewer man that this is his life film reviewer chris stuckman in random person that you met on the street after they'd seen yeah Attack of the just, yeah yeah like you're just in a restaurant and there's a guy next to you and you're both waiting for a table and you're like what'd you think of uh attack of the clones they say you got about 20 minutes till the next table is open and this is what he tells you just some guy and this is, by the way, this is very... This is four times what I typically see from his format. This is very in-depth. Uh, <laughs> it's no, like, usually, usually a lot shorter. So disappointing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, apparently he said Slave Leia was integral to his puberty. That's like that weird. Idea. Yeah. That is weird. So... I don't know. I thought it was kind of chuckly in the actual, like, the context of the actual view. I, yeah, I, 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 I hope it's funny, sure. Hmm. So yeah, uh, the, 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 we're not going to be able to do a second video, uh, but there is another one for Attack of the Clones that we may cover in the future at some point. Who knows? This prequel arc, who knows how long it'll go for, ultimately. Um, but for now, I think that leads us to the uh, to the Super Chats. So... <gasps> Uh, of course, Anomaly, Theo, you're welcome to stay or go. It is completely up to you. What would you like to do? Um, I'm still, again, I'm on like 30 hours no sleep, so I'm going to grab a coffee. I'll be right back. Why don't you sleep you before can go to, You're welcome to go to sleep. Because, <laughs> because no, no, it's okay. I like, I like, I'm, in, I'm enjoying this. Um, but like, yeah, I don't sleep because I'm worried I'm not going to wake up to answer the call. And I always answer the call. Answer the call. <laughs> you know that's the subtitle for the 2016 Ghostbusters movie, right? Oh, shit. Answer the call? Answer the call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no idea. It was, I think it was going to be called that at first. Ghostbusters colon answer the call. I think that's what it was supposed to be first called. <laughs> and, uh, and Theo, are you hanging around with us? Or are you going to... Yeah, sure. Food? I can hang out for some amount of time. Well, then. Oh, boy. Um... All right, uh, what are we doing, Rags? We doing we we doing today's ones first? Are we doing catch yes. up ones first? Yeah, because the late one. Here's the thing: the late ones will always be late. However, the present ones will not always be, you know, late. Present. No, they they could be late. We want to avoid that. Very well. I shall it's not that I value them less. It's just it seems like if we can, we keep these ones relevant. Well, you know, they're fresh. True. Relevant. And um, yeah, I guess I'll, uh, I'll I'll get those ready. Uh, well, I guess it was probably worth saying. Was there anything else anyone wanted to say about uh, Attack of the Clones? Not that you can't um, bring it up another time. Just you know. Yeah. So a lot of a lot. We never we never talked about how the force was out of balance. 
never talked about um, this weapon is your life and a lot of the uh, just going through about how the, the, the dark side clouds everything for some uh, reason yeah, a lot of the stuff for the setup for Jar Jar, we didn't talk, we didn't talk about any of that or the meetings. Um, just so much that we didn't cover. Um, what did I even have for my final notes, I guess, while he's away and doing that and he's going to be back? Um, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Anakin knows where to fire at the enemy ships for maximum damage, but the soldiers literally born for this purpose don't. Interesting. Um Obi-Wan and his ship just happened to luckily spot Dooku on his little bitty thing. His battle's raging. Yeah, they just bump into him. Yeah, it's bump into him. That fact about uh, the clones has always made it so strange to me that the Jedi are in charge of them. They act as like military commanders to the clones who were born and bred for this exact purpose. You'd think they have stuff to teach the clones, but who knows? Uh, I, I can totally believe that some clones would be more, you know, capable than others, like commanders and field marshals and stuff of that nature, but um, I don't know. Uh, you know as the chat said, the Jedi are too good to just take the clones uncritically. I agree. Uh, some of some earlier notes of mine. They just kind of roll with it. Oh, I guess we have this army now, just in time! Uh, let's see. Um, it was hard for Dooku and Yoda to move three rocks. Rey does it effortlessly to the point of boredom with much more. Oh. It's like criticism of this movie. But they ruined that in later iterations. Uh, Dooku and Yoda have lots of history, but they have no conversations or closure here. Uh, Dooku flees, and nobody is alerted to chase him. A whole army is here. You have the ships to pursue him. You just don't do it. Even Padme shows up on another ship and they just shoot blasters at it, but they let him go. They don't follow him. Let's roll. We've got um, Padme and... An oh, this was a big one, Mahler. Go. If you're there. Um, Padme and Anakin embrace right in front of Yoda after Dooku flees. Yeah, do we confirm if they kiss or not? I can find out. Because that is some big-tism. If they kiss, it's like, oof, oof, eesh, ah. Ouch. Yeah, them embracing is a big deal in and of itself, but the kiss would ooh, push over the edge. That's bone hurty juice. Let me scroll here. Alright, we got the scene. Padme runs in. Because of course she does. They what? do! They, they do. do! You can see Oh it? my god, sure? let me show oh, you. Maybe, let me show you. Oh my god. They are they are smooching. Also so and Yoda's the, like Yeah, Yoda's right there. The clones are right there. Like this is oof. <laughs> You are you sure, Rag? Someone in chat said they do not kiss. I'm watching it. I I do you not did the screenshot not go through? Oh wait, I don't see a screenshot. No. You oh, because it's saying like processing or something. Here, look at this one. Unknown P why is it processing? Wait, I could probably pull it up, actually. Oh, wait, it said it... it fit. There it oh. is. Oh, no. They are smooching, and they oh, ain't trying damn. to hide it. I mean... 
could someone make the argument that their heads are just... I mean, you certainly can't get Their heads are just touching with their lips together, yeah. (laughs) She could be just giving him a big old hug. I don't know. They are... They are... I mean, if I was to be a a betting tism, I would go with that they're kissing. Uh, But it's it's tism either way, because... um, Wait, how do I show people this? Yeah, there you go, right there. That oh wow, that fits right on. There you go. <laughs> Excuse how awkward You're, everything on the screen looks show right it, now. Damn it! It's not up to me. It was Discord picked a shitty time to be like, I can't upload your one kilobyte image. Um, either way, it's such a blatant like. Ooh, <laughs> kiss some friendship. Also, can I can I highlight by the way this image? You see, uh, they like almost kissing, hugging. It's no, like it's okay. on the chat. You can see it. Uh, Obi Wan is just hobbling away. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I'm good. I love you, Anakin. Thank God you're okay. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just hobble. It's in the corner, guys. You can see it. I know you can. Don't lie to me. Oh, you, I think you just moved out of frame. No, I'm moving it back and forth. Hey. I'm showing hobbling okay. Obi Wan versus kissing Anakin and, and and Yoda. Okay, my brain's. Are you places. sure they're not kissing? Like, I'm sorry, I'm not this, but yeah, I don't think they'd be that. Look oh, come though. on. Look at them, Anomaly. We, <laughs> I've got to draw the line with you. I've got to, I got to do it. This is... Right. They are uh, so blatantly kissing. Come on, man. Come on. They smooching. Look at Yoda. It's funny how Yoda's just right there. <laughs> and everyone's like, I'll be okay. Guys, uh-huh. don't worry. You guys have your Yoda's just kid. like sweating, like oh jeez, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I, I do that. I'm a big old telly to check this out. I can't... So it says you sure, can't see. I had the stream turned on. You absolutely. Yeah, I definitely. I've showed what I we're was talking looking about. Looking at the stream, I've definitely showed what we were talking about. Okay, and it, it annoyed the tisms to get it on screen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just carry on. Look, it's ba- They're embracing. Okay, is enough. It doesn't. You don't even necessarily need the kiss for Yoda yeah, to be like, is, whoa. The kiss, which is photographed by these screenshots I've taken, <laughs> is seal it. Mm. Seals the deal. Seals the deal. That is absolutely a kiss. I can't. Yoda chat says Yoda's like, is that some human custom? <laughs> no, you, you'd be like, ooh, human intercourse, as they say, as they call it. Ugh. That's fucking. Hey man, it's a it's a reference to EFAP, like yeah, no, no, it's this one I don't get. It's um, it's Wisecrack. They was it Wisecrack? It was the it, whoever it was. They described the Starship Troopers uh, having sex with each other as human intercourse. Crack is that weird kind of philosophy person, right? Uh, could be that, it could be that uh, Padme's kissing Anakin, though. Like, I don't think he'd kiss... Uh, it's he'd, a uh, consensual kiss. He's got his arm around her. Yeah, look. Yeah, but she's hugging him, and she, he's just like, you know, ugh, I fucking with, have my arm with chopped With all up. of his arm, he is embracing her. And she's got her hand up around the back of his head, and his... He, oh, he's... Uh, I'm, I'm putting an image link into the chat. There, does that work? Let me see if that works. It should work. Boom. I don't. Now chat can see it in all of its glory. I mean, I mean. 
Look, I look. Let's pretend we're in a universe where we all agree that that's not a kiss. We still have the problem of them embracing oh, to no, that degree. Oh no, they're not kissing. They're not kissing. I'm telling you now, they're not kissing. Look, wait, wait, wait. Stop. Let's pretend for a second we all agree. Okay, we're gonna pretend. We're gonna pretend that we all agree on that, and then I'm gonna say, hey. It's really bad that they're embracing like that in front of Yoda, the clones, and Obi-Wan, because holy shit, that's some close tisms right there, and they're supposed to be very, very secret. Well, it's agreed. Like, they're not, well, they haven't really done anything yet, you know, they could, could just, they, the, the Jedi could just, like, my argument with this is, the Jedi could have assumed they came close, uh, for knowing each other. Stop. Up with. Stop this silliness. <laughs> this is, this is madness. There is no silliness. When did you abandon so Reason Rags? <laughs> Someone said it's the smallest yeah. screenshot I've ever seen. I, I just I just took clip from my, my file. In fairness, they're very far in the background when they do this. Oh, but if, if I zoom in, it's blurry as shit, but I'm pretty sure Hayden's face is on the right the left side of Natalie's face. That's because he's Natalie standing on the left of her. Natalie ran. Sorry, Natalie. Yeah, Padme ran to embrace Anakin. It's not something Anakin consciously did. But yeah, okay, okay. Just he instinctively put his arm spell. around her and kissed her. Yes, that kind of makes it worse. Like he didn't even have to think about it. Like this is Padme, I the woman it, I kissed. I don't think anyone is in the right fucking mind there. They, you know, they're Obi Wan's wounded. He's got his arm chopped off. You don't know where the hell he's, he is or what he's doing. Imagine he's kissing his that. girl. He's not kissing anybody. If, listen, if Uthman Plutt walked up to Anakin right now and tried to smooch him, Anakin wouldn't just instinctively give him a big old sloppy one. Of course not, no. What the fuck? This Sorry, is, I was just saying, this is Padme. Like, that's someone say, Rag, that's part of the hug. This... They are doing both. There was like, oh, it's a... It's a it's a it's a hug. They are they are doing both. They are hugging and kissing simultaneously. Madness. Ah, uh, this. So, uh, super chats. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, oh. we're off to a great start. Ooh, ooh, Mola. <sighs> Love this game, by the way. Simpsonron's amazing. It just froze on me, by the way. I'm hoping it doesn't keep doing that. That would be sad. Who on your PC playing this mod? Is it because of emulation? He's been playing Dolphin Emulator for seven years now, <laughs> straight. Hey, man. <laughs> you say that like it's some kind of bad thing. How could you? Everyone knows GameCube is awesome, and if you think otherwise, you're probably some kind of sequel enjoyer. Nobody likes a sequel Never enjoyer. Never owned a GameCube. What was that, Theo? Did you just insult my god? Yes. Never owned a game. Oh, man. You missed out. We all pity you now. Everybody, begin the pity. That's the sound of pity. Yeah, the sound of pity. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Alright. So, did exclusively games end up a scam? Oof. No, not as far as I know. I think it's just on hiatus for the moment. I mean, yeah, you're a... You're like, you know... You provide content to them based on your know, requirement, right? So it's not even like you don't yeah, even necessarily know exactly what's a, going on. What a week, basically. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know any about the business stuff. I just I was doing reviews and all that. I, I made a GIF of this to present to you guys just for clarity. Just saying, I just gotta know what to. 
Um, what's the title? It um, Anakin and Padme kissing. Dot gif. Play other cool GameCube games like Digimon Rumble Arena too. I have no idea what that is. I'm afraid I didn't play all of the cool GameCube games, just most of them. Um. Do do do. Uh, could I get a hello? Hello. Hello. Wow, the other two did not provide a hello. I don't know what to make of this. Uh oh. And when provided even more time to say hello, they failed to do so. Someone said Rags just did it. Yeah, I have a. I have something called. Uh, what's it called? It's called. Is it GIF Maker? It's a GIF. It's a GIF Maker program. It is GIF Cam. I use GIF Cam. It's actually in my taskbar. It oh. lets you make GIFs really quickly. It's quite good. You can preview them, edit them on the spot. You can choose frame rate. Um, yeah, uh, it's quite good. But you can pretty much make these on the fly. Um, here we go again, lads. Clinch your cheeks. Is that in reference to just prequel discussions? Is that what that means? Uh, I guess. Yes, praise the prequels. High Anomaly and High Rags. Someone's like... Why didn't you GIF it originally? Because it's I in an instant I can hit press uh, print screen, take a screenshot, and submit it. I have to a GIF takes a little bit longer. Like I got to go to the clip and I got to crop it and then I have to let it play out. And then I got to make sure it's okay. And GIF takes longer to make than a image with uh, light shot. Can you link it in the chat? Pro- the chat. I did. I did link it. I posted it four times. <laughs> of course, this is how the Attack of the Clones ended the discussion. <laughs> did they kiss? Or not? Whether did they kiss? Is like, like we could discuss this while we look at footage of them kissing. Looks like the game freezes every time I go to this area. This is the third time it's frozen here, so I'm just never going to go there ever again. How about that game? What, the, the poor side of town. I guess so. Doesn't like the poor side of town. Um. Doo, doo, doo. Also, yeah, anomaly. Right, you're supposed to say hi. What are, what are you doing? Hello. Hi. All right then. Hey, anomaly. Hope you guys have a great stream. Question: What do y'all think of the Rush Hour movies? I only saw first and it was ages ago so like i just can't remember enough of them i've seen all three and i liked all three but i haven't seen them in so long that i can't really say much else hey i liked the second one so much that i memorized the entire script of verbatim oh and it's in the car and looked into like our holiday destination movie's fucking amazing I like someone so somebody asked why didn't i just put the whole movie into chat <laughs> I, I don't think I can do that. However, I can do you one better. If you will give me just a second, I will actually be able to... If you go to... Da, 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 one moment. <laughs> Carry on while I'm doing that. Very well. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC. Also, hi, Theo. Hello. Yeah, that's very true. When Discord is a better stream announcer than YouTube. 
I feel like it always will be, honestly. Anybody who looks out for when the stream starts on Discord will likely be told before YouTube tells them. It's so simple. Discord's like, oh, everyone has been pung. Uh, boink. And there's a big red number that pops up. And YouTube's just like confused. It can't do this simple yeah, little task. Discord is like, oh, you, you wish to be pinged about this. You're like, yes, I do. And it's like, I will ping you about uh, it then. You're like, thank you. While YouTube is like, you, you wish to be pinged? <laughs> not only will we ping you, we will ping you according precisely to how you wish to be pinged based on the settings that you have provided to us. It's weird how that's a better system, isn't it? That's so weird. That's not weird. Maybe that's just how it should be. Oh my god. As a huge Godzilla fan, thank you for unknowingly dropping that EFAP movies on my birthday. Uh, <gasps> I love King of the Monsters, but I also love laughing at it. Best, Massives. Oh yeah, um, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah, I mean, we, we had fun laughing at it. It was funny watching that video, because it was recorded like fucking yonkle donkles a year ago. We had mentioned that we did one for King of the Monsters, like, I want to say probably more than a year ago or some shit. I don't really know. It's been a long time. Someone posted a unicorn. As I said, unicorns seem to be some level of popular with the with the posting of um, little emoji things. Can't go wrong with the unicorn. Okay. I feel like with the electric that goes into me from these these wasps, uh, that I should probably be dead. Simpsons is very realistic, right, guys? Yes. I think so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Chase me, boy. Um... Odd super chat here, but what burger would you sex? Burger? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, double, uh, some, something with two patties, for obvious reasons. Um, Energy. cheese on top would keep it. Need sugar. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what condiment would provide the best lubricant. Um, I imagine it would be... Also, my ketchup should work, I guess. I guess it's just a normal, typical, it's just a plain hamburger. I don't know. I wouldn't be looking at it while I'm, you know. So you don't care how it looks, you just need it to be functional. I need it to be functional. Mm -hmm. That's the double patties. One on top, one below. Also, even though it was requested that I put, just put the whole movie in chat, I can't. However, if you go to a Discord far far away if you go to the efap podcast talk i've just um i've just uploaded the uh shrek movie in full with audio so you can enjoy that at your leisure um if you'd like to i can do that for you well guys yeah if you want to watch the shrek movie and efap podcast chat talk in discord now you can yeah. and if that, you want to watch friends, shrek is the future full the whole movie um then you can do that in the EFAP podcast talk. So, there you go. That's how we know we're living in a utopia, just FYI. You really think you could access Shrek whenever you want, wherever you want, if we weren't in the greatest of times? That's what I think. Literally am. There you go. If you want to enjoy Shrek, there, there fucking is. 40, <laughs> Shrek compressed down to 49.65 megabytes. They've expanded it to 100 now, by the way. So you could increase Woo! the quality. You could double the re- double the video quality on Shrek in Discord. Now that's when... Is that legal? I don't know if Newt Gunray would be okay with it. But uh, Discord don't seem to stop you. Which is really interesting, actually. 
You'd think they might have detecty bot things for that? I don't know. You just uploaded an entire movie, you piece of shit. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what is a gift? What? I, 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 what gift? No, it's not a gift. It's the whole fucking movie. That's, no, I was making a joke. Fucking idiot. No, no. It's the joke. No, Shrek is no joke. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Shrek is all of the jokes. Every one of them condensed into one big joke. Uh, hello, noms. Hello, all. Especially rags. Kick J. Hello. <laughs> hey, mutually. Isn't it funny how no one pronounces the P in simp, especially when simping for demons? Ah, some good references in there. Um, yeah, they would, I guess they would argue it's like simming, not simping. And I'd be like, nobody says simming. Oh, those years in the classroom. Frustrating, to say the least. Yeah. Will this EFAP retcon the non-canon EFAP 84? It is not non-canon. I'm sorry. You can't decanonize an episode. It just doesn't happen. We got we got producers who are going to get very angry at us if we try to decanonize an episode. Can't do it. Um, they know how to go up in Attack of the Clones. Hi, China. Yeah, well, this is why it can't really go below Rise of Skywalker, can it? It's just not possible. So, my goodness, I've got so much money. 3,000 coins. Yeah. It, it would have been better if they just didn't explain why the ships couldn't go up instead of just saying, we just don't know which way is up. The, the defense yeah. that was being trotted out sometimes was it was just meant you know like colloquially as in they're confused and it's like I don't think you I, th I think you've been out like that's an attempt at a big brain like you you thought you took what they said literally and it's like no if they don't know how to get out of the atmosphere that means they don't know how to get up you just keep going up the fact that he said they don't know which way is up out there isn't even relevant necessarily to how you derive the point you don't know how to get out of atmosphere with a spaceship. That means you don't know how to go up. So it's fucking stupid. But I'm glad that, you know, they really wanted to test the limits of the audience's brain. They were like, let's see. See if this works. No, did I it, feel tested. Did anyone notice that we established the villains don't know about basic directions? You're like, um, I think a couple people picked it up. Incredible. Don't, don't, don't. Um, Anomaly Inc. on another EFAP? A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. I know that reference. Huh. It's, uh, it's Captain Kenobi from the, the, the Royal Guard of Geonosis. Very good character. People stop trying to make excuses for the First Order not knowing which way is up. It's getting very silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have to explain why, but... Um... Would the EFAP be so considerate as to put on the live SpaceX launch in an hour so we don't miss it? Plus, it would be cool for an EFAP live reaction. Is, is that a thing? I think that's been and gone. What did they do? Did they launch a hamster into space? Oh my goodness. You never know. The exact details are happening, but they launched some people into space with SpaceX. I, I don't know what SpaceX is. Uh -huh. Sounds like space sex to me, and that is inappropriate. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hope that worked out and was entertaining. Star Wars is a series detailing the proxy wars between two large shipbuilding groups. I think that's a reference. Maybe. Um, um, I'll wash my hands. I'll be right back. Wait, but this one says greeting gave... raggletisms. Oh. oh, hello. Hi. Hello. Um, I just want to get my hands washed. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I got a new... Pulled out, a, pulled out a new... I pulled out a new mouse. I got a new mouse. I don't want to keep it nice and everything, so... Every once in a while, I get my hands a little washy. It's because he made the gif. His hands are all gross now. That's how that works. Um, hello there, Longoid. Hello. And a big hello to today's guests. Hope you have a great weekend. Howdy. Hmm. Mola, where's the link for your fans-only account so I can appreciate your rockin' titties? Um... Look, my fans only account. I'm only breaking that out at a million subs. Okay, that's the big like, the big. Actually, wait, I can't make several promises for that. I already said to Jeremy that I'd make a High School Musical praise, which <laughs> I've still got time to not do it. You know, like I'm still safe yeah. for now. You know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make him track down that statement as pr like he has to go find when I said that on a live stream. Otherwise, I won't do it. I don't Could even know we... when I said that. Uh, the clone troopers deserve more respect and recognition. They're the best troops in Star Wars, and they actually have individual traits and personalities. Yeah, I think that the clones are the most effective. Though, I would probably posit that the plot required them to be the most effective out of the three factions. Um, though, the First Order ones didn't have to be so shit. Yeah. Because, like, they fucking... They fucked some shit up in Order 66, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's good... You did good clones, but, uh... <sighs> you know, it's like Stormtroopers like the, the middle, clones the best, and then First Order Troopers, you're just like, yeah, you're better off just not hiring them. Uh, Rags, what is it about Epic Games that you don't like? The store? How bare bones it is? How I hate the fact that we're being having this stuff split between platforms and having the exclusive exclusivity element to it that we didn't have before? The fact that I don't want to split up my games between libraries, I don't want to lose all the incredibly useful services that Epic Game, or sorry, that, that Steam provides for me in my games by going to a relatively unsecure place like them. I don't like it. I think it sets a really bad precedent. And finally, Rags likes shopping carts. All right? There, he said it. Yeah, boy. I do. I do you like shopping carts? They're so fucking useful. I'm glad that we've... Uh... We've managed to answer that so effectively. Shopping carts are underrated, I'm going to say it. There you go. Um, oh. Is there a discord around the rating of shopping carts? There has so. to be. If not, I'll set it up tomorrow, okay? Enough of this injustice where shopping carts are not properly rated and reviewed. It disgusts me. Uh, Rags, you better continue your VTM game and eat kibs for the XP. He was being a massive. Hmm. Somebody was being a massive and you didn't consume them? I am outraged. Uh, noms mutilate them. Oh my goodness. <laughs> them. The best. Them, you say. Uh, Rags, you better. No way. Rags, swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies is true. The fireflies? The only thing I know about the Fireflies is, aren't they the faction in uh, Last of Us? I... 
I legitimately do not know what they are referring to. Well then. Uh, Movie Bob must hate Wally because that troglodyte stole his future of living in space, riding on a hover chair, being fed fast food every day. Oh my goodness. Why would Wally have stolen that? Wally's, you know, he's just. Oh, I guess if Movie Bob was theoretically the on the Axiom. Yeah, that's true. He would hate him. Oi, Morley, glad to see you agree online that Tony Stark's relationship with Harley was leagues beyond the dull platitudes he had with Peter. Ho, Rags. Ho! That is the opposite of how I feel, and I shall. I shall express that as I just did. Um, Attack of the Clones was the worst until TLJ. TLJ also made TFA worse, and then ATOC retroactively. Wait, Attack of the Clones was made worse by TFA and TLJ? I'm confused. Wait, it's made worse? So they said Attack of the Clones was the worst, and then TLJ made TFA and Attack of the Clones worse respectively by existing. Like, it made them worse as films. Only in the sense that we have to ask questions like, um, why didn't why didn't Anakin just heal Shmi and stuff like that? Um, Which isn't really uh, their, those films' problems. Yeah, that wasn't so. yeah that wasn't the problem of uh, uh, the Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Uh, another unicorn emoji. Nice to see Norm's back on EFAB again. I'm ready for some more prequel discussion. Also, high rags. Hello. Yeah, I think we got a decent chunk out today about Attack of the Clones. We got Revenge of the Sith left for sure, though. I know people are going to want that. <laughs> we shall get there. I'm sure of it. Um, Jar Jar was banished because he bonked, boinked Boss Nass's daughter like a chad. Oh. That boy. Well. <laughs> Mad lad. I could, I could totally see it. Uh. Boom degassa, den crash de boss. Hey Bibla, den banished. Jar Jar's explanation of his banishment. Yeah, it's it's hard to really decipher exactly what he means by all of that. Boom degassa, den crash de boss. Hey Bibla, den banished. It's very it's a unique and wonderful language. I think any of us would disagree. Um, I might. I can't get enough of your content. Am I obsessed? Anyway, guys, love you, Bola. Also, hi, Rags. Hello. Hashtag no homo. Hashtag yes homo. Have space left so quick. Think about... And then it cuts out. <gasps> um, I'm glad you're enjoying enjoying the content. Hope you had fun today with the this whole this, all these tisms. Um, Attack of the Clones is no longer the worst Star Wars movie, but it's fun shite. Now do yourselves a favor and look up Jar Jar on Rule 34, you numpties. There's a great one of him licking Darth Maul's ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course. I guess the relationship goes way back. Yeah, I was going to say, this. Is, I've always felt those two had now quite the connection. They've always seemed so interested in each other. Is there a scene Jar where Jar Jar, Jar, Jar witnesses Darth Maul? Darth Maul. Is that a, does that happen? Do they meet? I'm trying to think of... You probably didn't see him when he turned up on Tatooine, and then in the throne room, Jar Jar isn't there. So yeah, I guess he never sees Darth Maul, really, or at least we never see him seeing him. Yeah, he might see him out, like, the window of the royal ship hmm. when Maul first attacks, but... Hmm. No. So, I gotta ask. I have to run over children to get them into my school bus in this game? I feel like this is sending a message of some kind. 
I don't think this is how it works. Also, the police are about to get on my ass, so maybe it is sending a message. Because, like, the game like is saying, like, good, you're, pr you're, you're picking up these children. And I'm like, am I? Am I picking them up? Yeah. I feel like that's something that an insane bus driver would say mm. as he's being interviewed after running over 30 children. All I was doing was I was picking them up, just like I always do. I do nothing. You can't prove anything. <laughs> yeah. Sir, we have video footage. Um, oh, that's Doctor. Do, do, do. Um, can kick Theo, bring Glib back on so the stream can become more like Minneapolis. Oh. oh. I understand the reference. Oh. No, Theo is super chill, so no, no rioting to take place. Not Theo. Um, Southpaw is the gay. Damn. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Such an indictment. Oh yes, Southpaw. Name the lie. Anomaly, let me at him. I'll teach these poses. Oh, jeez. Uh, is that Charlie, by any chance? That is Charlie, yes. Charlie Spur. Early congrats on 300k, Mola. Why, thank you. Uh, I don't think I'm at 300k yet, but yes. Uh, on the way, as, as is life itself. Um... Rags, you're a silly, foul doggo like that in real life, or you're more shy. Also, welcome back from Uganda. Oh, it's good to be back. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not shy in real life. No, I'm not a shy guy. Never really have been. Shy guy? Never That's mind copyright it, uh, Mario. How could you say that? I am a shy person uh, in no scenario. I am rather... I'm kind of very outgoing. I don't mind the limelight. Hmm. Kill it with fire, oh god. What do you think that's referring to? Um, maybe Chris? But he, I mean, he's not like, you know, kill it with fire material, right? No. He's more like make it soggy with water. Uh huh. <laughs> maybe spray him so he goes away. Uh, JJ and Ryan are purists, are OT purists. Imagine if they were prequel fans but had the same writing skills. Interesting to think about. We could have gotten that Darth Jar Jar plot. I would have taken that over what we got any day. I would have had Jar Jar being behind it all from the beginning and that Palpatine was his puppet because that would have been hilarious. Um, at last we're ripping into Southpaw, that son of a bitch. Just kidding, still love you Southpaw. Oh my. Such anger in the super chat. Abort. I love Southpaw, but his videos are so cringe. Aww. What's with oh, all the Southpaw super chats? What's going on? <laughs> mm. um, I wonder why. Mike Kuckleski? Independence Day is a ripoff. Star Wars, and it's dumb. Also, Kuckleski. TFA, I loved it and was everything I hoped it to be. Oh! Mike. As in from Red Light Media, I follow. I'm 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 a bit slow on that one apparently. For for a second there, I was like, is that like a really weird actual name? Which awkward to say the least. Uh, so I'm ruining my car like Rags ruined Grandma. It's it's smoking. All right, you all know that reference, right? Yeah, the mask. No. Well, at least Rags does. At least Rags is cultured. 
Max, how does it feel to be the only culture? Oh, like normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you stream The Last of Us, please don't delete the stream recordings. They should be a part of history, as well as your reaction. Oh, they're all... I don't delete stream recordings. You can find them all in uh, Watto's Junkyard. They're in the Discord. I shall probably put them all there as I play through. It's going to be a fun on the bun one. Are you planning on playing on release? Uh, it's maybe. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it in time. I want to finish TFA Part 3 and then uh, play the first one, then the second one. So, gotcha. however that works. Like if, if it's a week before it comes out, it'll all work out. If it's weeks after, then, well, I guess that's how that works. Um... Also, I kind of forgot to acknowledge the whole. So, so Mike said that um, Independence Day is a ripoff of ripoff Star Wars, and it's dumb. But TFA, he loves and was everything he hoped it to be. I think he's soured on TFA at this point, um, but he did love it when it came out. I don't, I don't know what what is Red Letter Media's opinion on TFA these days. I don't think they really talk about it. I can't even think of passing comments. I know that they have a disdain for TLJ. Whenever they casually mention it, it's usually in a bad way. Um, doo -doo -doo. Mr. Cucklet. Baby Day Out is stupid and it's unrealistic. Keep in mind it's for children. Also, Mr. Cucklet. Indie 4 is bad. It's trying to be realistic. Oh, I think that's supposed to be Plinkit. Right. Wait, uh, has he done a review on Baby's Day Out? Yeah. Did you say it's unrealistic? I don't know. Alright. I, I, I don't know. I don't even... Is Baby's Day Out like animated or is it like a realtism? I think it's a real life thing. Hmm. It's real life-tism. Uh, live EFAB while being an essential service. Nice. Keep up the good work. High rags oh. rubs his oh. belly. Mmm. Mmm. The world is crazy. Cities are burning. But I got EFAP, so it's all cool. Stay massive, my Ewoks. May the dawn bless us and uh, all and guide us in the future. God bless us, Praise the dawn. Fucking hell, dude. This this is an angry clown car driver. There's a little clown boy in there, and he's raging about being little. Oh my god. See, I, I kind of wish all of the AI acted this way throughout the game, just to make it that much more difficult. Some, like, anywhere, all of the AI everywhere. Yeah, there's just fucking angry drivers. They'll just crash through any and everyone. They just had enough with life. Like, Y'all better get out of the goddamn way. He's got places to be. That's a fucking joke from Simpsons. Anyone who's there's like a car that speeds past Chief Wigger, but he says anyone going that fast has no time for a ticket or something like that. Aww. Just like what the fuck? Oh shit. Yeah. Um, Leia's spacewalk is like if Obi-Wan kicked Anakin into the lava on Mustafar and then Anakin just swam to shore while getting only a few minor burns. Um, I mean, at least with the Leia one, you could probably argue if she was just out there for a few ten seconds, maybe, we could have believed it, but, you know, dipping yourself in lava at all, you're pretty much just fucked. So I tend to be good for you. I got so many missions of chasing cars around. I feel manipulated. Why can't I just have a chill day in Springfield, huh? 
Um, by the way, shout out to Padme, the perfect bokake girl to be surrounded by fat, hard bilbos. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Please don't translate that for thing. children in chat. Oh, okay. I know exactly. You don't know what, what? that is? You sent it. You know what that is. Fat bilbos. Oh, oh, the fat bilbos part. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's the that's what I meant too. <laughs> oh, um, those don't know what you mean by fat bilbos. <laughs> oh, wow. By the way, oh wait, uh, you have to check out the nice Jedi trailer by Imperator Cuts. It's a top-notch video. This guy has some editing skills. Anyone, anyone heard of Imperator Cuts? Not a no, peak, I don't. I'm afraid. I have not either. Hi, Wags. Hello. What are your thoughts on, I guess, Mass Effect 3 Citadel DLC? Mass Effect 3 Citadel. Um, let me double check to see what that was. Um... Uh, give me a second. I I'm gonna have to. I I'm gonna have to remember this because I might have to. I don't remember this one. I don't remember this DLC for Mass Effect Three. I know I played all the. I think I played all the DLCs for one and two. Uh, in particular, I remember uh, Mass Effect 2, um, the, I forget the name of it, it's the one where, uh, Lo, Lair of the Shadow Broker. That's some great, great DLC right there. Lair of the Shadow Broker was some fine DLC. Mm-hmm. I think it's because after Mass Effect 3, I, after I beat it, the ending had me so just demoralized, I didn't ever go back. I think a, a lot later, after they quote-unquote fixed it, I went back and played it some, but I was just, I didn't buy any DLC for that game. I was like, nah, this ending, you haven't earned my, no, you haven't earned DLC. Yeah. Oh, and Overlord, that was a good one. Project Overlord was a good one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, get John McAfee on the show. He was on PKA. It was wild. Joggers seem to have conquered Minneapolis. Chat used jogging emojis to show solitude. So fucking hell, I'm losing this again. I really need to pay more attention to the video game. We're on the hard levels now, folks. You have to forgive me for my terribleness. Uh, John's is better than Stuckman. It was kind of sad to see his will to defend the sequels die by TROS. Oh, we're talking about Stuckman? Because I was going to say, I think Johns gave up at TLJ, didn't he? Um, he definitely was... Mm, something was, broke inside that man. Yes. Um, I haven't actually seen Stuckman's review of uh, TROS. I imagine that's pretty funny. He must... He must rip into it, right? Like, I haven't he, seen it either. I think... I w if I had to guess, I would say that he was 
certainly uh, like he didn't know how to feel in a lot of ways. He was confused, like a lot of them. Like like I was even. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck is it? What what was that? Um, also, what's your favorite Metallica song if you have one? I didn't listen I to much Metallica, I so I don't really have one. Yeah, not a big Metallica guy. And I assume by the silence, our guests are not either. Nah. Not my kind of music. <laughs> he likes anime intros. That's his music. Wait, what? No. <laughs> well, yes, but also no. Okay, I thought Frink was Fink was gonna wait. Why am I? Blanking on his name, Professor Frank. It is Frank. Fringy? Fringy? Frank sounds all wrong yeah, to me Fringy. now. Fringy. Professor Fringy. Uh, you shouldn't have said that. That was going to be a meme. Someone's going to someone's going to take the time to cut out a picture of Fringy and put it on on the top of Professor Frank and just say that's a meme. That's what we're getting now. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. They're doing it right now. They're pulling up Photoshop yeah, and they're like, folks. I bet they wouldn't think I'd do it this quickly, and they're doing it right now. Add it here first, folks. Mauler will only accept high-quality, high-effort memes. As yeah. per usual, only the best are shown on Ethop. Um, Attack of the Clones was the first Star Wars movie I watched, and also the first movie I fell asleep out of boredom. Uh, yeah, it bores, it bores some people. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a reality, apparently. Um, my favorite pastime is looking at dripping wet, moist, and generally well-hydrated children. Is something I can make more safe for money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alright, well, he's not wrong. Uh, the man's got a plan. He got you. Here is uh, $100 Canadian, you wenches. Also, hello wolf, kiss my butt rags, you shadow raid sellout. Um kinder ways to get my lips on your butt but I don't think that I, I've i never sold out to Raid Shadow Legends yeah and with its reputation I doubt you would at this point you'd rather go with fucking like all of the other things I'm not I, I'm not doing any ra any Raid Shadow Legends ads no that doesn't surprise me but hey if you did I'm sure it would be a really good ad but hey and I'm sure you tell everybody that you play it all the time. You can't wait for them to join your clan. Every day, they can play with their favorite YouTuber in a Raid Shadow Legends, which I play every single day. Find me there to get three 6,000 gems. Gold. Don't forget the gold. best part, Rex. It's... This is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... But cheap, though. Can Rag say, punish me, senpai? Punish me, senpai. Ugh. <clears throat> uh, that line of it being expected to be bad is ripped from Plinket directly. A lot of this is ripped from Plinket. Oh, right, the idea that, like, Attack of the Clones won't be so bad because now we expect everything to be bad. It's like, uh, alright. Uh, I don't know, maybe people... It, I bet there's a lot of people who thought that Phantom Menace was fine... <clears throat> A lot of people, maybe even who thought Phantom Menace was terrible, who are like, that's, that's a fluke. That's a fluke. Uh, incoming hot take. Though brilliantly made and immersively, immensely entertaining, The Departed really doesn't stand up to scrutiny in regards to its plot. That very well be, may be the case. I've been told this a couple of times now, and I haven't watched that movie in a while, so... 
Um, it might be that it falls the fuck apart. But, um, yeah, I only remember liking it. Hi, Wags. Hello. Hi, Mewchly. Hello. Attack of the Clones is by far my most despised of the prequels. It's like Twilight in space, yet it's still better than the sequel trash. Um, I agree it's better than the sequels. I, I can see how you're connecting them. I can. It's the Romans. It's definitely the Romans. Not many vampires in uh, Star Wars, though, I will say that. No, not many. Just the one, just Count Dooku. I'm pretty sure he's a vampire. Star Wars vampires can go in the sun. That's how that works. Master Obi-Wan, I come to suck your blood. A vampire is controlling the Senate. Which is a bit odd, but hey. I gotta abuse the duff truck and knock out boxes of lasers. This feels like a weird day. Hmm. Mm. Heard of S. Craig Zala's movies? Cell Bic 99 Rules? Oh, I guess no. Cell Bic 99 Rules is, is a film. Hmm. Uh, no, I haven't. I am here. I am erect. C-3PO inside the ship, eh? C-3PO inside the ship, eh? I, I don't... What am trying to say? Hmm. Are you saying that you are erect for C-3PO? Because, I mean, everybody has a preference. I'm not going to judge. Hey, I can appreciate a guy who makes me laugh. And he does get his head knocked around a lot in that movie, so... Why Tism's not coming out of this truck? Oh, there we go. I feel like this is exploiting the game. Just, that's how I feel. Yep, yep, definitely exploiting the game. 100%. <laughs> I've got two minutes to go to a place that takes 10 seconds. Hey guys, that was some speedrun strats. I would actually wager that that's the fastest this level has actually been beaten. Or at least by accident. I don't know if you can cause that to happen. Maybe you can. Because it's funny, there's a few people in chat who probably know this game, and they know that what I just did is incredibly unlikely. Whoa. Incredibly. It's almost like I was incredibly lucky. Epic. Celestial. Haha, uh, truck go smash. Um, Mola, you're gay. Aww. <laughs> Blunt and to the point. You can't argue with that, I suppose. Uh, thank the Don, this isn't a Tismy debate. Oh, wow. But apparently you have one debate that doesn't go the way everyone wants it to, and now that's what every episode is doomed to possibly be. Yeah. It's understandable. Uh, thanks for having Anomaly on again. Hi, Rags. Hello. Hmm, no problemo. Uh, EFAP on birthday, hooray! Also, hi, Rags. Hello. Rags, no kill humanes. Good doggo, chin scratch. Mm. I feel like you'd, you'd probably kill a couple humanes in a, here in a, and there. In a, in a, if, if a scenario presented itself, I would mm -hmm. kill humanes. Uh, Jedi can absolutely leave the order. Ahsoka leaves the Order at one point in the Clone Wars show. The Jedi Order isn't a you-can-never-leave-it kind of organization. Fucking Dooku left it. <laughs> he, he's just in the film and he left. I don't see why we have to go outside of the films to reference this. <laughs> I don't yeah. treat it like a big deal either. Yeah. I don't see... Whatever. <laughs> the point has been made. 
It's uh, it's entirely voluntary. Most people join because it's seen as a huge honor with a world of Star Wars. In the world of Star Wars. I mean, yeah, I can see that. I can see it being pretty prestigious to become a Jedi. The Jedi. Mm -hmm. What year is this? Are they asking that because of how bizarre it is that we were talking about Attack of the Clones? Is that why? Oh, for fuck's sake. How did I hit that and they didn't? I'm cool in tisms. You guys think it's bad that I am currently broadcasting the death of Principal Skinner? His mother is in the back seat, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what to think about this, ethically. It's important to do this. The video game told me to, Skinner. I'm gonna blow up their car with an innocent, games are bad. an innocent old lady in the back of this car. Games are bad, I'm kind. Oh god, any moment now. This old lady is done for. Die! Yep, they just straight up exploded. Wait, the. Okay, so Skin is okay? He's just standing there, but his mother is dead. That's not good for her. I don't know where that places me. You know, just ethically. I I don't know. <sighs> Nobody saw it. It's fine. That was a mission I did uh, offline. I put the cover up. No one saw it. Okay, uh, Molly Gay, Jake Lloyd was great in The Sixth Sense. I don't think he was in The Sixth Sense. I think that was the other dude. Haley something Osmond. Holly right? McCulkin? No, the other one. The Osmond. The one that ends in Osmond. Haley Joe Osmond? I believe that was the, the one. one. I don't think all that good. <gasps> Is that a hot take? I don't know. Is he considered I good? I don't even know. I just don't think he was that good. Maybe it's because he was playing a robot in that one movie. Oh, the one called Artificial Intelligence? Yeah. He did play a robot in that, you're right. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I was going to say, he kind of ruined it. You can he see dead robot robots in that time. movie, right? Yeah. He was a robot the whole time in AI, so sorry if I ruined that for you. And, uh, and the big reveal that all, a lot of the people he was meeting were uh, dead robots. They weren't actually real people. So, uh, yeah. Without actors, there are no films, so by his own standards, he has no right to complain. P.S. For all who can please pray for my grandpa, he needs some help. Um, yeah. I, mean, I hope he's alright, and, uh, Chris's crazy logic means that he can't even criticize movies anymore. Like, the whole, they made them, we should appreciate the more. It's just like, what are you talking about? They do things wrong. We criticize. Just like we'll criticize his reviews. There's a tweet that I saw you respond to a couple of, like, over a year ago now. He's like, uh, we make, like, seven-minute stuff, and they make, like, productions that take, like, two years or something. And uh -huh. we need to, like... How do you feel about it? Disappointed. I want to, like, Chris... I mean, the assumption from our end was just like, oh, because he wants to get into the movie-making biz at some point. Yeah, I'd say he's, that's part of it. 
See, it's already happened. How difficult is it for me to pull this on screen? Everything is hard now. Ah! If I get rid of that, and the, that, and that. Oh wait, that's not... Oh hey, Happy New Year everyone. <laughs> yeah! Um, oh, that should do it? Yeah, there you go. Professor no. Fringink. Well. Meme, meme collection will occur, folks. Uh, in fact, I believe MemeFap is well on the way. It's probably going to happen pretty soon, honestly. Um, okay. No, the story makes sense in Attack of the Clones, so it can't be the worst. Secondly, just got a coof test. A five-inch swab up the nose is very unpleasant. Gonna catch up on this oh, EFAP geez. while I wait for the results. Oh, yeah. That does seem rough. Hope they come out negatory, Mr. Man, to slash not. Hope it, hope it, hope it doesn't go the bad way. Stop hey. fapping, I'm trying to catch up. No hey, man, weekly faps, okay? Weekly faps. Uh, sup, N-words? Hello there. I liked a Chris Tuckman video once. Once. Hmm. Once. <laughs> Alright. But it was not this day. I mean, you know, it's, it's... I've not seen any that I thought were good, but I'm sure <laughs> there are some out there in the wild. They might, yeah, who knows. Um, that Hill House one, though, was so frustrating. That was frustrating. Not that his Attack of the Clones one was any less frustrating. <laughs> like... uh, terrible, too. Let's think, we had people who think that it's good movie, people who think it's bad movie, and we both hate his review. I mean, I don't know if I hate it. <laughs> I just think it's I really bad. Oh, oh, I mean, it's bad. Yeah. But we like what's bad. Because there are some reviews out there that I pretty much hate. Like, oof. So, so I, I have stronger feelings for Cosmonauts 1 than Chris's. Chris's was just nothing, but Cosmonaut was like making shit up. And, uh, oh, those, every time he pulled out the, I'm not even going to explain this. Like, oh, you hurt my very being, sir. But Chris did that the one time. It was about it was about the uh, Boba Fett's acting. It's like not even going to explain it. Like all right. If there's one thing you shouldn't have to do as a reviewer, it is explain anything. Um, Rags is coming on Pave tomorrow as our first guest. Oh my god. That, yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. It is sweet. What's oh the subject, God. you know? Um, it is... We we talked about it. Sort of, like, possibilities and things. But, let's see. Um, it's... Uh, I, I don't actually know. But I okay. think that was kind of by design. I think that was kind of by design, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, balls. I think I could have made it if I hadn't gotten caught in that corner. Sad face. Oh, I think this is like a level I got stuck on back in the day. It feels familiar. Oh boy, we could be here for a while. But yeah, uh, Coolio. There's no like... Pafe isn't like you have to do things but backwards, right? You don't have to like... 
be a different kind of person or anything, uh, out of curiosity. Because Pave, you know? Backwards EFAP. Thank, thank you for the Fs in the chat, for the solidarity of my failures. Patrick Willems, that was it. That's it. Patrick yeah, Willems. Oh, you're coming Patrick Willems. What, uh, do you know what video? Or... I... Has he done something recently that's terrible? Uh, the one we're covering for Patrick Williams? Yeah. It is... The... Let me, let me look at the... I do not know. Oh well. Suppose we shall find out. Um, yeah, kind of yeah. interested. Uh, if you need another person to help debate for the prequels, I'm your man. Most of my page is dedicated to debating why the prequels are objectively good. Would love to come on later if we have the time. Um, I mean, yeah, we're, we're mostly good on the front of um, prequel defenses, you know. But I, I can see a lot of people are uh, happy to come on for, honestly, both teams. You see, chat is very uh, passionate about the prequels both being terrible and great. Ooh. Um... Always a very interesting discussion. What about Kamino Saber Dart Worms with Blasters? Kamino Saber Dart Worms with well, Blasters. Well, the, <laughs> the Death Worms were actually clones of little other worms, worms holding Blasters. <laughs> they can, they I imagine little... that a centipede could hold a lot of Blasters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like this method. Um, so the police just brutally drove me off the edge of the pier and I could have drowned in my car but luckily Jesus rescued me and I teleported. Oh. I don't know what to make Thanks, of this. Jesus? Yeah, Jesus is honestly a legend. What a bro. Yeah, he is a legend. <laughs> I mean, like a colloquial legend, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, more police. That one was just driving into a wall. I don't know what he was doing. I think he was just, like, drunk. McClunky. McClunky. What the fuck was the backstory for that? Why was he saying McClunky? McClunky. Anyone McClunky know what? why that uh, happened? I remember seeing it and I was like, why? Why was this what we needed? Alright, child, I'll be honest. I don't think I'm going to do this in 30 seconds. I don't think it's happening. I know you all believe it's absolutely something that's within my power, but I'm not seeing it. Look at my health. I am smocking. Alright, okay, I may be alive still, but it proves nothing. 19 seconds to reach Krusty Lou Studios, not gonna happen. Unless I run over several human beings. Which, by the way, you shouldn't do. Uh, this game is condoning messages that I do not condone myself. 5 seconds? Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. 3, 2, 1... Oh shit, I was so close, that's sad. <sighs> Rags, I know why your profile pic is upside down. Uwu. Oh my goodness. They know the truth, Rags. So do you. So I'm starting to believe that I actually have to nail this, like, basically never slow down and never hit anything, and avoid the police if I get too many tisms. Like, this is unironically hard. Um, and if anyone says anything different, you're not a true Simpsons hit and run player. Okay? Has to be considered hard. Also, I'm doing a good job of dodging the humans right now. See that? You're doing it. Okay, I killed that guy. That's fine, though. That guy deserved it. And that guy. And that guy. And I missed that one. Gotta restart. Gotta do perfect runs now. We got no choice. Um, 
It isn't much, I know, but it's what I can share. Keep up the good work. It's great background noise for my brass band arrangement work. Cheers, lads. Uh, fully appreciate any and all donations. This is very kind. So, um, carry on, Mr. Uh, brass band arrangement work person. And uh, have a good one. Hopefully you had fun listening to um, talking about Attack of the Clones extensively. And deciding for yourself whether or not what we brought up was a nitpick or not. Attack of the Clones. Oh. I don't remember people saying we were nitpicking whenever we talked about anything from the sequels. You know, I'm just saying, just putting it out there. Some of them, yeah, some of them were. Some of oh, them definitely were not. Were. Some of them definitely were. Like, some of them were very serious plot-related, like the discussion on Palpatine's chair. That one, dude, I don't know how people can watch the prequels after really just seeing that chair. How are you I putting your arms on that it. thing? Am I expected to believe that Palpatine pulled all of this off while being uncomfortable? I don't think so. He didn't dress like a man who wants to be uncomfortable. Have you seen that yeah. interview where Ian McDeon says the one big problem he had with the prequels was that chair? He was like, nah. I wouldn't, yeah. Nobody would believe I that. I begged George. I begged him, but he said, no, the chair stays. People see the chair as evil, so it kind of matches him, like painful. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's just make everything painful. That's that's how evil works. Like, that's dumb. But, you know, George Lucas, he has an idea. He's going to run with it. What can I say? I'm starting to think chairs are just a bad idea in general. That's fair enough. Everyone should just stand like C-3PO should be doing. Agreed. Not Agreed. being CGI sitting. The world has developed beyond the need for chairs. For sake. Look at that shit, man. It's such a... <laughs> I gotta restart the level again. Alright, it's fine. Whatever. Okay. Uh, the droid raised those worms from little larvae. Those monsters slaughtered its boys. Aww. I'm was... feeling sorry for the death worms. I don't know. They were just doing a job. Movies. What can you say, you know? They're just doing yeah. a job. It's not personal. I like how there's just constant Fs in the chat because I keep failing. F for failure. F for failure. So unfair, I did such a good job on that other mission where I essentially exploited it to win. Like, that proves I'm a good player. This level being hard and I can't defeat it, that means this game is unfair. That's how logic works. Uh, they fly now? No. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Bang, marry, constant girl fried, and make not living. So you got four choices. Uh, Padme, Leia, Rey, and Rag's grandma. Mm. I don't know why there, there wasn't a ruin option in there. I feel like there should have been. Yeah, why is there not a ruin option? Um, so, Rey, Padme, and Leia? And Rag's grandma. Hmm. Well, let's set my, set my grandma to the side for now. I'm going to marry Leia. Pretty much always do with these ones. She's pretty great yeah. personality-wise. So, I wanna... I feel like I have to kill Rey. This Wait, is the only way to kill her. This is... You got... you got <laughs> The two options are marry and then constant girl fried. Constant... So, I'm assuming they meant girl fred, but if we take this very literally, she oh. gets constantly fried, but... I... Yeah, I assume that's what they mean. <laughs> um... Constantly girl fried. <laughs> You ever had fried girlfriend? Oh my god. 
So, I mean, I mean, you, constant um, girlfriend versus marriage. Like, I feel like there's not going to be a huge difference there fundamentally. Uh, yeah, I guess Ray would be good as a constant girlfriend because you could get her to do anything for you because she could do anything. But then you're so, losing your one you... shot at ending yeah. her out of this universe. It's the uh, only way was... you're going to get it done. But was kill an option? I thought it was just that and constant girlfriend. Yeah, there was uh, the last one was make not living. Oh yeah, let's make Ray not living. She's too she's too dangerous to be left alive. Yeah, she might just steal your name and your family and your trinkets and relics. Can't be having that. Your heritage. Steal her life before she steals my name. Which leaves you with banging Padme, I guess. So sorry about that. That's a horrible fate. No, I'm fine with that. I'm I'm fine banging Padme. I'm being sarcasmic. Are you? I thought you were gay, so you didn't have a good grasp of. Well, I guess I'm gay until a super chat says I'm straight. So yeah, fine. All right, fair enough. That's how the law works. Um, Plan C: Zahn Lightspeed rams Padme's room. Oh, Zam, you mean? And uh, yeah, she could have Lightspeed rammed, put a hyperdrive on that little droid, send it right through. I'm sure that won't have drastic repercussions. It'll be fine. Oh, it's a one in a million. It's funny that you guys are doing stuff with the prequels at the same time as Linkara. He recently went over the prequel comics. Well, good for Linkara, I suppose. I hope he is having the funneth. Hey, Mola, what other EFAP movies do you plan to do? Also, love the videos, also, high rags. Hello. Glad you love the videos. So, we got um, A Wrinkle in Time and Toy Story 4 have been recorded and created. They are on the way. To your television screens soon enough, ladles and jelly spoons. Uh, hmm. Possibly, like, maybe next week will be the next one. I don't know when exactly I should release them. You know, there's no guidebook for this sort of thing. So, police, go away. Uh, and as for what ones in future, we've got a, like a whole crazy list, and we will get to it eventually. Um, I think once we're done with Batwoman, that's when we're probably going to start up more EFAP movie watchings. Because we're going to be going on a big old break for E-Batwoman, e- 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 unfortunately. Um, as much as we, we love watching our Batwoman, it's going to run out soon. And for a while. I don't know how Jay Longbone and uh, Heel vs. Babyface, I don't know how we're all going to live through this. Oh, fuck's sake, I can never get through there cleanly. This was better than most times, so, yeah. Don't complain too much, it's fine, it's fine. Um, but yes, more EFAP movies on the way. Not 100% sure of which ones we're doing. Cool, my car just got stuck on what looked like nothing. Fucking hitboxes. What am I playing? Dark Souls 2? Uh, I, I'm uh, I get it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've lost. Again. Uh-huh. I just killed that man out of frustration. They what does that say about now. me? Boo. Wow, it just gave me the option to skip the level. Thanks, game. Jeez, wow. They're Man. like, you clearly can't do this. You just want to skip ahead. <laughs> if you if you want to just, you know, it's fine. It's really fine. Because like, oh, we don't want to watch you keep doing this over and over again either. You're so kind of embarrassing, both of us. I kind of don't like it. Um, I personally am looking forward to the many faces of Stuckman 2 after this stream. Oh, I remember that video. That was, uh, that was good shit. That was capital opinions, I believe, from it. Stuckman's faces are, um, 
musing, to say the least. Um, it's fucking awesome! You're all defending episode 2 so hard, mind blown! By the way, during the Padme attack, R2 was in Windows Vista power save mode. Oh. It explains why he didn't notice the droid, okay? I guess so. Someone's already super chatted in that I'm asexual now. What am I supposed to do about asexual, this? Asexual what? Asexual. Don't even understand, Rags. It's asexual. Yeah, asexual what? Asexual. Oh god, I'm gonna piss off the police so fast in this one. Why is this missing so hard? Maybe I'm just not driving good. Maybe I didn't hit Millhouse enough. Mm -hmm. Hello there. I've got a Twitter set up for the video game at EFAP the game. Already have a second developer on the project. Chat should totally flow oh. to vote on polls and give feedback. Wink wink. Also high ranks. Oh, hey there. Uh, yeah, I'll be interested to check that out. See how things are going. EFAP the game. I wonder what shall be in store in such an enterprise. Um, I've also always wanted to see you do a Chris Stockman video. Also, hi, Rags again. Hey! Yeah, I know. Think how differently this stream would have gone if we had chosen the other video. It seemed pretty arbitrary, didn't it? Yeah, it just kind of... Wait, it was chosen... Didn't chat choose it? Well, I mean, I think most of chat said do the one that we know, like the person, the creator, like we knew them, and then... I believe both Anomaly and Theo voted for that too. So, yeah, here we are. Hmm. Could have gone very differently, you never know. Also, by the way, see all these busteds? This is why collecting the money means that I don't fucking lose miserably or get stuck having to farm. Oh, jeez. Alright, here we go. I'm gonna concentrate this time. Got it. Okay, really good start. Got, got stuck on a stupid car. Come on, game, be nice to me. Yes! Okay, we made it right through. See that? That shaves off, like, a second. I'm sure of it. Now if we just don't do this big jump too much. Nice. Now we go down here. Don't get caught on anything. Gotta get that spanner. Good. Run over the sea captain? Okay, no, fine. Alright. Now, this is the best run. This is the goat run. This is the golden run. The one that they've only dreamed of. Look at this. I haven't even hit ten seconds yet, and I'm almost to the exit. Oh, shit. The police are after me. Uh, okay, I could do this. Okay, that was weird, but I think I make it. Police, leave me alone. Let me talk to Krusty. Krusty! Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Why do they call him Krusty? Um, I don't know. That's something we can discuss on stream. They have rules. They have TOSs, as they say. Uh, a YouTuber called Silverquill did a video about the death stick scene that could be fun to cover. What did he oh. say about them? <laughs> wow. Well, that scene. Inside Chris's mind, we see a glass of milk spill. Oh. That's like that's like a horror thing to the EFAP community. Spilling rhino milk? Like, jeez. What a waste. Uh, Padme falling out of the ship, and I thought Count Dooku should have had a longer lightsaber duel scene. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, I thought it was fine. 
Yeah, it's alright. I wouldn't have minded more, but if there's more dialogue involved, that'd be preferable. Yeah, have them attack each other more about their ultimate ideals and goals. Do it. Whoa. Uh, sorry, Aoife, I've missed the first two hours of the stream today. I was watching SpaceX slash NASA launch today because I'm not a dirty commie. Oh. Be curious to know uh, what happened with all that. Hope it went well. What the fuck? I if hope you, so. If you, you were saying terrible things, so I hope that means it went well. True. Hopefully there's no disasters. That'd be nice. Disasters um, are bad. What the fuck? If you can spend ten minutes on how people poop, you can take the time to read all of Jar Jar's lines as Moopa. It'll take five minutes <gasps> or less. Hi, rags. Do it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no. No. Not not as Mooper. I can't do it. I mean, I, I, I... Which one? There's several Moopa voices. And also, no. I'm not reading all of Jar Jar's fucking dialogue as Moopa. That's not happening. <laughs> I don't even want to read di Jar Jar's dialogue as Jar Jar. Or as normal. Do you understand? Jar Jar is despicable. Understand? Jar Jar is a tism. This is true. Oh, the game just got in the way of itself. That was cool. Oh, damn, I hate that one that happens. Mm. Um, favorite clone trooper and clone legion? Uh, death clones of the death clone legion. I don't know. Yeah, the death clones of Kree. I don't really have a favorite clone type, I don't think. Also, as for clone legions, what are the clone legions? I don't know. Like, we talking about like the 501st and stuff? I That's the only one I know. Yeah, I mean, I would pick that one, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only one most people know. <laughs> uh, death troopers are cool. I don't know if they count as clone troopers, though. Clone troopers, but of death. They're the ones I like, alright? Hmm. Clone troopers and the Deathly Hallows. Clone troopers and the Deathly Hallows. Oh. This race is gonna be tough. Right behind me. Also, he's going way faster than me. This feels unfair. I'm well, calling... that's not fair. Not in a race. Well, does it have to be fair, though? That is the ultimate question. Hey, how did I just get money? Did he did he pop a box open for me? That's very kind of him. Excuse me. Also, the police aren't even that angry at me. Wow. I'm doing very well. That's how you know you're winning in life, if the police aren't mad at you. Like, okay. I guess I'm doing something right. Not running over people is probably giving me that bonus. Yeah, maybe maybe I would love it if the police choked me. <gasps> um, Hal, Hal 9000 fixed the romance by cutting 90% of the dialogue. Then you just get shots of them looking at each other and you can fill in the details yourself. This is embarrassing, usually. I just beat the bot levels. It's done. Nailed it. All I got left is the Homer levels. Fucking on point today. Um, you say that, but the OT sets were tiny and heavily extended with matte painting, so what? I'm not sure what that's in reference to. Say that one more time, maybe I'll... You say that, but the OT sets were tiny and heavily extended with matte paintings, so what? 
Okay. I don't know what this is. I don't know if this is addressing Chris or us. Like, yeah, do we think the, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what they're... Yeah, I don't actually know what they're referring to here. Uh, SpaceX launch went well. Alright. Oh, that's well. good. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if Are Dooku... talking about the CGI thing? Oh, maybe, yeah. The fact that we were talking about if CGI had to be used to extend rooms and stuff. Yeah, I, but I feel like, especially with the budget and the technology that they had now, it just isn't quite... No. Mm -hmm. It's Dooku with Mace. I think that's probably reacting to, uh, to the image. Dooku. Probably. Some excellent fan work. Top-notch art, and I think they'll probably adopt it for concepts of uh, Mace, a Star Wars story. He returns, but he's half Dooku. He's half to He's more Dooku than Mace now. <laughs> um, been a fan for a while, Mola. Love your content. Could you please tell my brother Lawrence that he is a sex weirdo and that our parents hate him? Lawrence, sex weirdo. Lawrence, you're a sex weirdo, dude. Your parents, they hate you. And it's probably because of the sex weirdo stuff. Don't be a sex weirdo. <laughs> oh, wait, I. You're on EFAP. <laughs> we encourage you to not be a sex weirdo. That's we're totally against sex weirdos. We've had several streams about this. Uh, Rags, you aren't wrong. Anakin is supposed to get more whiny. Anakin is the reverse Luke. Although to Anakin's defense, he did just kill Dooku. Wait, he's not whiny after huh? he kills Dooku. No. He just is says, this referring this to him not... getting a spot on the Jedi Council? Oh, to explain that he's because he's, he's like I'm a goodman. I defeated Dooku, and I'm not a Jedi Master. Boo. Well, that's how you become a Jedi Master. You defeated Dooku. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Can I be a Jedi Master?" He's like, "Well, have you defeated Dooku?" Could you imagine if, like, like to Mace Windu, he was like, "Don't you think I should be a master? I killed Count Dooku. I defeated that guy in combat." And then Mace Windu's like, mm, "He's not that difficult to defeat." He's not actually that good. <laughs> He's kind of old. Honestly, I'm shocked that Yoda couldn't take him on. It's kind of embarrassing I that Obi-Wan lost. Old. Yeah. I feel like the cleanest, the cleanest counter is just, hey, you think beating someone in combat is how you'd become a master? Oh, totally. It would be cool to maybe do, do you get, have that moment. Do you get what a Jedi is? Is that what you think being a master of the Force is? And then Anakin's like, mm. yeah. Uh -oh. And they're like, oh. We've gone wrong with you, boy. Someone's asking why there's a ghost boat in on the road. Do you not know anything about Halloween Simpsons? We're in Halloween Springfield. Everyone knows the legend of the ghost boat. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's the one where everybody died and is ghosts. And then the, the boat became a ghost, too. Everyone knows it. God. I didn't. I'm offended that anybody would ever not know it, and I'm glad that I'm not in a call with anybody who doesn't know it. Oh no. Very <gasps> glad. I don't know about the ghost boat. Myself. You just said that you knew about it. I. Well, I do. Thank Everyone goodness. knows about the ghost boat. I was testing you to see if you were paying attention. Whoa. You know, there's not as many coins to collect in good old spooky town, or ghost at least boat. not on this oh. end of it. Um. 
But yes, don't be a sex weirdo. Just wanted to make sure we covered that. Don't be a sex weirdo. If there's anything you could take away from today's EFAP, that'd be it. Uh, Palps put Anakin on the council. They deny him the rank of master to say, you're only here because of an affirmative action. Of course he's insulted. Well, you should just appreciate the fact that he was put on there. That's all we're saying, you know. Be thankful. Don't be, don't be dankful. That means when you get high because you're angry. Is that a thing? No, I thankful, have no idea. man. I'm so <laughs> mad right now. I'm gonna go and get high. I'm sure He's somebody's dankful. gotten high because they're mad. It must have happened. Jesus Christ! So aggressive. Why are you? Why do you stir the restless spirits of the dead? Do you not? Well. Oh, yeah, there you go. I'm gonna go loot my own house now. <laughs> oh, how didn't that kill the, the the wasp? Come on, I totally drove over it. Wasps come here. Whoa! They upgraded their weaponry. That is for sure. Um, I dreamed I was carpooling with Mola, and he asked me to do a stream with him, and I said I would if he watched Hardcore Henry. <laughs> I'm the watch backstroke of the West guy, though. Dreams are weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you one thing, though. The person who's sending those super chats for us to watch that, you're getting some, you're getting your money's worth out of that if other people are having dreams about it. I was going to say, I feel like the infection is spreading. The fire rises. That's pretty, yeah. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. It's stupid bee. Come here. Stop it. No. God damn it, dude. That just that that shit honestly looks like it should murder me in cold blood. Um, there are some exceptions. Jedi like Kiadimundi were allowed to have a wife and children because his species was near extinction and his species lacked males in that population. Seriously. They make wow. they make exceptions for that. I don't know. I feel like well, uh, I guess we're gonna. All right, guys, we'll make a rule. If your species is dying, like old Key over here, there they go. Okay. But Key, you can, you can yeah, have sex, can have but kids. no loving. And then Chris Stuckman's like, "What? That's a thing? That's no way! Not in my Christian Star Wars movie. No sex before love, everyone." In marriage. Alright, I have successfully looted my place, Flanders' place, and this place. I am now a good person. <laughs> I was a goddamn senator, Jarilbo Jargins. I mean, yeah. Jarilbo Jargins. When he's dancing for those kids, he can, like, regale them with stories about how, you know, the Empire? I'm the one that made that shit rise. Yeah, boy. And everyone can be. Can we like, just say Mesa made a big doo doo or something <laughs> like that. Mesa made a big doo doo. Yes. I thought they said we're gonna vote for it. it was... <laughs> <laughs> I was but fucking I joking. Happened. Like, if I feel if Jar Jar has, if Jar Jar's the one with that kind of power, maybe he should have just had the whole army thing happen <laughs> himself. Make Jar Jar supreme chancellor. I just, I just like the idea of an old grizzly, you know, Jar Jar, but he, he like kind of talks like he always did, but now 
but it's like really deep or something. Like, Misa like, made a mistake. Yeah, exact same speech patterns, but with like a fucking old action hero voice. Yeah. I am a tiny RC car. This feels good. Oh. The control on this thing is not as good as you'd think. Maybe it's as good as you'd think, actually. How wow. can it be not as good as I think if I have no preconceived notion of how good it would be? I mean, just by looking at it, you'd be like, oof, that does not look fun to drive. Pretty pretty obvious. Mm. Everyone knows that. I don't think Homer can fit in there, IMO. I don't know if you guys in agree my, with me on that. It's your opinion. Is it just is it um, is it a magic RC car? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm gonna go on a limb and say that it does seem a little small. He'd definitely be cramped in there. Alright, at least we can agree on that. It's not that it's impossible for him to fit, it's that he'd be cramped. But the thing is, Rags, plot hole, he's shown to be in there but tiny. So what's this, huh? Gonna make excuses? I read right through you, buddy. Trying to defend this awful entry into the Star Wars saga. Mm -hmm. uh, also, hi, Rags and Longman. Hello. Hi there. May the dawn bless his toxic brood. It is important that we uh, share our dawnings as the days go by. Mesh dawn together! With the Snyder Cut of Justice League being released, I want a re-release of Cats where James Corden is spayed and neutered. Um, you could probably start a petition for that, I suppose. I'm not sure how successful it'll be, but mm. that never stopped anyone from trying. Do what every sensible person does to get what they want. Make a petition on the internet. Yes. It always works. Yeah, every time. Um, braid shaming is sextism. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, shouldn't be, shouldn't be. I could have braids if I braided my hair. If you were to shame them, you'd be a sexism. That's how it works. All right, what awesome costume can I buy with my extensive money? Hey guys, remember buying costumes in games with in-game money? Remember that? Anyone remember that? No. I remember that. No one remembers Ew. that. I remember that. Look at this. Uh, Pay 400 real money for the Homer Hobo DLC. Homer Hobo DLC. Oh, dude, I'm wearing the donut head. That shit's great. The donut head? Yeah, it's when Homer is cursed to have a donut head and he starts eating at it. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I didn't even have to pay real human money to get that. Can you believe it? Ah, oh, what a world! Alright, I'm- I think I'm good for searching for money. We are now gonna be doing all of the levels of this- this game. This is the final area. These levels are unironically fucking hard. I'm gonna have to- I'm gonna have to pull out my pro gamer skills. Also, I'm not using this vehicle. It is terrible. I like the novelty of driving a tiny car, but my god, do I need my sports car. I hate sand, it's so sandy, but you're not sandy, and that's why I love you. Anakilbo Bagwalker. So sandy. <laughs> the funniest part about that was the name. They're all, they're pretty great, they keep coming up with new ones, they're always very funny. 
Uh, Padme always wanted that Jedi D. Really think she meet a bunch of guys while being a queen of a planet of 14 and right after becoming the planet senator of a galactic-spanning government? Doubt. I, mean, uh, I feel like you'd have the pick of them. Probably, yeah. A lot of, a lot of power being a, being a queen. So what you're saying is episode 2 needed a love triangle. What, between yeah. Padme, Anakin, and Watto? Is that what you're saying? She, yes. Yeah. I need a scene where Watto ex- spills out his, his pure love for a <laughs> character. I love her, but I hate her, and she must die, but I love her. But Go speak to Flanders. Why do these missions require me to speak to my sworn enemies? The fuck? Excuse me, zombie. It's not ethically a bad thing to kill a zombie, right? Belgian. So I just, really I just forced zombie? him inside. Flanders put up a fence, but I forced the zombie inside the fence. How do you feel, Flanders? So, wow, the camera's... These are strange times here in Springfield. Sprungfeld. What state is it in? Springfield. Alright. In the country of Springfield. Springfield, Springfield. Country of Springfield. On the planet Springfield. Oh god, this timer, they're not fucking around with this. Uh, now we're, drive to Moe's. Okay. Um, They don't use tape, but hairless aliens do have artificial braids on their heads. Wow. I'm glad we know this. <laughs> it's important that we... Hey man. Okay, look, we needed to know how and why. That's really stupid. Do they staple the mod? It's really painful. <laughs> hey, you want to be a Padawan, don't you? You're like, uh, okay. I'm telling you, it's blue tack. I'll use the force to heal you. Oh, wait. No, I can't do that. <laughs> we don't know how to do that. Oh, shit. Ow. My poor donut head. Uh, yay, more EFAP. How about we compare the prequels to Rogue One? Worst of the Lucas era against arguably the best of the Disney era. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really given a good old critical look to Rogue One in a while, so. Yeah, I'm going through that again. There certainly would be a lot that I'd uh, have to relearn and rewatch. I've forgotten a lot, I'm certain. Um, also, why the heck did you bring on Theo for a stream with Anomaly? This is the Galaxy Brain who said Clone Wars Anakin is just as bad as Hayden's Anakin. Excuse me? I don't, I don't know. remember saying that. Uh, friends have seen the Clone Wars, and they don't rate its additions to Anakin's character, So, and I trust their opinions, so that's all I'm going off. Wow, you wouldn't even see it for yourself. No, because I don't care. Wow. You people like you are why everything in the world is bad. Okay. <laughs> right then. <laughs> uh Thoughts on Forza Horizon Zero Dawn of Dead Space Balls. It's got authentic driving, <laughs> mech dinosaurs, zombies, and Jay doesn't like it. Good rat? Yeah, yeah, good rat. Probably is, yeah. I, I if Jay doesn't like it, I know it's not boring. It's true. Cypher DS was friends with Dooku before he became a Sith. He used him to help put Order 66 in place by making the clones. There's so much stuff people tell me about in terms of Cypher DS. And it's just like, as, as if it's like, hey, 
this is what you didn't know. And I'm like, do you know why I didn't know that? It's not in the fucking movie. It's really confusing. And I feel like the movies could have benefited from really just laying it out a little more than what we got. So wait, I have gone the wrong way. Um, everything is explained with hyperspace roots. Uh, did we talk about hyperspace at all this time around? I don't recall that. Hmm. No, I don't recall that. Oh my, there's just aliens here, by the way. There's just... Uh, just aliens. It's aliens. It's over there! Let's do this, I need the zombie car. <laughs> zombie car. You kill your car and then drive its corpse around. I don't know if that works that way. We have to contact the zombie people and ask them. There are millions of planets in the Star Wars galaxy. It wouldn't be like deleting Australia off a map. It would be more like deleting an obscure rural town. I don't know if I agree with that. Because <laughs> no, Kamino is like hyper well developed. Yeah. Plus um, it's, it's a whole planet. And even still, with this hypothetical about the rural town... Um... Deleting, like, the point stands. Deleting that off a map really doesn't do much of anything in terms of preventing anybody from discussing the existence of Camino and going there. You know, I'm trying to think about it. Like, so they deleted it off the map because. Because they thought that, if anything, because when, the, when they deleted it, the plan was to have them. Okay, so this is where the Kaminoans... If the point was to make sure that no one found it... I. So all of this relies on a 10-year... So 10 years ago, when they deleted it from the records, they knew that they would have someone use something like a Kamino Saber Dart, not necessarily one, that would lure a single, preferably a single Jedi to Kamino. to Kamino. But I'm like, why didn't they just, why didn't someone just like leave an anonymous tip or... Well, no, well okay, so the logic here, they delete off the maps because they don't want the Jedi to find out about Kamino. And I'm just sitting here yeah. like, why does that make a difference? The Jedi have no reason to go to Kamino, just like they wouldn't have any reason to go to any planet. So deleting it makes no difference. In fact, it only implicates it, the it planet. It makes more suspicious. Yeah, yeah hmm. because Meanwhile, you have to have it... If you're like, huh? we need them to go to Kamino now, so we're going to get Django to shoot somebody with a saber dart to, to link it, but they'll have to go searching for it because we deleted it off the thing. And it's just like, if you just left it, it would have been easier for them to find it. Yeah, now it's conspicuous. Like... Like, all of a sudden, see... someone deleted Kamino off of our records. Like, explicitly just Kamino and also, nothing else. that frumpy, annoying cow in the in the, in the the archives, when, when Obi-Wan is like, yo, this is like a big missing thing here, despite everything else reacting around to it as if it's not, like, as if something's there. And she's like, if it's out of our records, it does not exist. Did Obi-Wan go back to her with photos? Like, hey, bitch, <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a whole, whole ass planet here. And how come Yoda didn't launch some big investigation into, like, who has the power to delete things on records? Surely that's and why a did really they do it if this is all, if this is all ship-shape, tip-top, good-tisms? Why the hell was this deleted? And why didn't we know about this until now? And what's the paper trail? This stuff is just not clean. It's all very, mm, 
Um, there was a thing regarding uh, the librarian chick. There's actually two things. Uh, you know when you notice when Obi Wan is like staring at a bust when she approaches him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently that's uh, there's a small snippet of uh, footage cut from the beginning of that scene. Is that it's actually Dooku he's, uh, looking at? And, uh, they start a little conversation about. Like, I don't believe they cut that. I was like, what? Dooku, let's cut that. It's great. Is uh, um, do we learn anything, or is it just they just say it's Dooku? It's a bit more. I kind of flush. I think it flush. Um, but uh, the second thing was um, you know you you do learn a little bit. Apparently, how like how was apparently. But anyway, uh, and then uh, apparently the point with like Dexter and the uh, the librarian chick. Uh, librarian chick is like Lucas even said is like you know the Jedi don't have all the answers like uh, you know think they know everything but they really don't. Well, yeah, but they could like they, they could actually prove to her that she was wrong about that. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah I don't, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying like uh, like this this dog, uh, actually took a time to figure it out and guy guy with all their droids but they're I guess they're again. So if they, if, they, if they don't have it, to them, it doesn't exist, or it doesn't compute, and it's, it's not their problem, it's uh, that person's mis- that's based on faulty information, our system, our way. So yeah, that's more or less what was going on. Sorry, groggy. Yeah, that's alright. By the way, you, you, you're welcome to go to sleep, dude. You've been here for a, for a decent fine. chunk of time. Mm. Over the distance. <laughs> I, I learned much from... Learn much from who? Rocky. Adrian. Rocky. Oh, right, Rocky. Yeah. Um, the scratch that theory, not really anomaly. A politician being sketchy does not make one instantly think, fear feck, we found the Sith Lord. What? I'm not sure. I was going to just say, yep, you're right. <laughs> I am wrong. Brain. I do I do feel bad sometimes with some super chats where I'm just like, I'm afraid the context is so beyond lost for that one that I'm simply going to have to say uh, I do not know. Everything is explained with hyperspace roots. I still don't know what you mean by that. There are millions of planets in the Star Wars galaxy. Oh wait, I think I'm now rereading some of these. I must be. Um, one third of the galaxy is called the Unknown Regions. The Kaminoans still have plenty of business, even without most of them settled space doing business with them. Um, sure. Okay. I think the prequels are trash, but I don't give a fuck what Chris Cuckman has to say about them. Wow. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, well, you didn't lose much. Yeah, I mean, you like... He can. He's a. He's a good conversation starter. You could say that, right? We proved that, right? Yeah. Hello. I don't. I don't know. Do we give him credit for that? Maybe. Well, we have to give him credit for that in this specific instance because it's how we did it. But. Hell, this car is weak. I've already broken it. Well, what's it made of? Uh, I don't know if I can answer that question with what it's currently doing. Is it hovering? It's made of it's magic. Yes, it is a hovercar. Oh. Whoa. I'm holding a very important payload. Oh, never mind. It's dead now. 
can't even restart. Why don't you the drive there slower and safer? Because I was being attacked by the popo. Oh no! And you gotta run from the popo, Rex. You can't be getting arrested. They'll fucking look at look at my shit. They'll steal it. It's amazing. It's it's technology that floats and, and goes invisible. There's no way they're not gonna they're not gonna let me keep this. Also, my donut head is out of the 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 car itself. <laughs> it's too big. Uh, Rex, I don't know if you'll read this, but any emotionally hard-hitting game recommendations? Um, Mass Effect's got some decent ones scattered throughout. Uh, for all of its faults with the ending, Mass Effect 3 has some really good emotional payoffs. I would say um, Soma is pretty emotionally hard-hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh... Trying to think of some uh, emotional games because I I know they're there. It's just hard to pick them out, you know. Uh, go ahead and oh here, let me get my my library on Steam and go through here and take a little bit of a look, scrolly scrolly down here, and see if there's any. As good as Bioshock was, I don't know about, like, emotionally satisfying. Like, I was satisfied with it because it's great, but I don't know about, like, emotionally satisfying. That seems like a pretty specific kind of, uh, kind of thing to, to ask. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Emotionally satisfying is what we need. Oh, uh, Deus Ex... Hmm. Never mind. Uh. Uh. Divinity Original Sin Two had some good moments with some of the characters. The characters are done really well. The voice acted well. That. Um. There's some pretty pretty darn good payoffs here. Echo had some pretty good ones, but that one is probably the most subjective one that I'll list. Uh. Pretty much all of the story and development is done through voice acting and voice work. The voice work is excellent, but it's a it was indie studio trying to tell a story that was pretty grand considering how, or at least larger scale than what they could do. So they had to have a, a lot of the story and character stuff be done just through the voice acting. And they did a really good job with it, I think. But if people didn't quite get it. Because um, uh, they have um, they have a second. The the main guy that they have uh, they have Nick uh, Nicholas Bolton did London's voice. Uh, and he was the uh, actor man. He was in Dragon Age 2. He was in Game of Thrones as a pit announcer, I guess. Um, <laughs> he was in Echo. He was in Hellblade. Um, da 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 but I, I know his voice from like he was in Andromeda he was in Battlefield 1 uh, yeah he's in his other stuff uh, but he does a really really fantastic job he plays uh, the AI London in that game I just it's kind of nice to nice to talk about Echoes that does a really great indie game I think that studio just like closed or something I think they just mm stopped for whatever reason 
Um, Shame. I'm trying to think of some others. Um, the Evil Within Two got close. I could see how some people might get might like some of the emotional tisms in the Evil Within Two. Uh, teetered on the brink for me uh, personally. Uh, trying to, I'm looking at the Far Cries here to see if there was any, and I don't think I could say any about that. Um, almost. I mean, uh, some people say it would definitely put Halo on that list. Some of the the Halo series stuff. Oh, Max Payne three. Max Payne three. That's got some good emotionisms in it. Really great, um, really great story stuff. Really well acted, written, great character. Uh, I don't know if any more are going to do the trick. I'm almost at the end of my list, though. Let's see. I need to go back and finish the swap. Um. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, oh, The Witcher 3, of course. The Witcher 3 has got some really good emotionisms in it. What those? There we go. The Ori. Quite. The Ori games, right? I haven't, not yet. Yeah, that's, that's some good. Yeah, they can hit hard if you get into them. Someone in chat said Halo 4. Um, I see why people would say that, but. Mm. Uh, someone said Max Payne 3 is underrated. Like, it ain't underrated. Everyone loved that game when it came out. I mean, people still look at it very fondly. However, I will say this. There are a lot of cutscenes, and they are unskippable. I started a replay of Max Payne 3, and I stopped because there are so many cutscenes. And it w it just flat out would not let you skip them. So, they was, I, just, I just had to, like, quit and do something else. Well, then... Um, getting called to stop Atlanta riots. Thanks for making it suck less. Uh, listening to EFAP while dealing with riots. Interesting. Interesting. Um, if you can get a Milserp rifle, what would it be and why? Um, I'm trying to think. The obligatory answer is a Mosin Nagant. Um, you can get surplus SKSs. Generally, they'll be Chinese surplus, but I've heard they're just fine. It's nifty. I, I don't have one. I've heard they're pretty nifty though. Oh, yes. Titanfall 2. Yes. Titanfall 2 oh, yeah. is absolutely... Uh, I can't believe I didn't think about Titanfall 2. Um, but Millsurp, I mean, Mosins are cheap. Ammo's everywhere for it. Uh, Millsurp. Uh, the Gaunt Revolvers are pretty cheap as well. Uh, I'm sure there's tons that you can get that are, like, refurbished. You can get a lot of refurbished police issue stuff. Uh, Beretta pistols, generally in 380 from uh, Europe. Uh, you can get uh, World War One era uh, Frommerstop pistols are fairly cheap as well. Uh, I think those are 32 ACP, I, f I think. In fact, a lot of the pistols of that era are going to be 32 ACP. And a lot of them will be fairly inexpensive, too, because they made a bunch. Um, but when you get into especially German stuff, Nazi stuff, uh, some of the Swiss stuff, it could get really expensive. Uh, a lot of it has become collectible, and a lot of it started out rare. So you got some options there. Hmm. 
They ended with oh, saying, uh, yeah, trying to be a long man field. myself. I don't know if that's to do with guns or videos, but either way. <laughs> well, uh, Lee Enfields are also a good choice. You can get Lee Enfields for not too much. Uh, and high rags. Hello. Bigger question. They are totally obedient to who? <gasps> I don't know what that's. What is that uh, referencing? <laughs> uh. I don't know. They're totally obedient to who? I don't know what what uh, we were talking about. It'd be referring to the clones, probably. Oh, do you mean? <sighs> So like, they described as totally obedient, and they're wondering obedient to who? Well, I assume they told them it was the Jedi, and that that isn't necessarily true. Yes. Um, I guess while it's on my mind, uh, talk rev pistols. Um, I think those were, uh, I think those were like police issue and military issue for a time, and those were like. 30s that is when they were first developed I think but they, they're what replaced the this is kind of a 2 in 1 so the Tokarevs replaced the Nagant M1895 revolvers those revolvers I have one they're super cheap uh, ammo is a little tismy but you can still get it uh, but those are nifty little you know cheapo revolvers to get if you want to look into those but Tokarevs are also fairly cheap as well um, M. They are TT thirty threes, I believe, is what they um what the what a lot of them will be. I'm gonna look up what they cost. I'm kind of like trying to cheat this. It's not working. Turn out head home. This one's two hundred twenty dollars. That's pretty cheap for a nifty. It's the old Soviet gun. But that's about the same price as the Gaunt revolvers in a lot of places. Ooh, Hans Bodkins, is it you, Meriwether? Come to hunt me again? I killed you once. <laughs> I... Mr. Burns, it's me, Homer Simpson. So you're not... uh, Order 66 is in the films. Order 66 requires the Kaminoans to be in on it, you dunderheads. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It literally doesn't. Yeah. It makes more sense if they are. But it wouldn't have to be. I think, but it didn't have to be. In If, if they I, gave the universal control is... to Palpatism, or even they gave universal control to the Jedi, but there's like a fucking safe word that can turn all the clones to do whatever. There's, there's just so many ways that uh, this can still work, whether or not they're uh, evilism. Who knows what they gave Count Dooku in terms of information. Lots of ways it can go. Also, that's not a good way to start this. I'm actually trying to lose the barrel right now. Come on, game. Nope. Oh my god. Someone... Someone mentioned um, surplus 1911s. You can do those, but those will be considerably more expensive than the other options. You can, you can easily pay over... 800 to 1000 ish dollars depending on what the condition is and what the year was for a 1911 those are those are going to be pricier i mean go for it if you want but non if you really want a 1911 a i guess non historical 
just 1911 is going to be considerably cheaper. So, yeah. And I think you can get some old uh, shotguns for a pretty low price, too. Um, but, yeah. Don't take my word on that. I gotta think about it. Um, Django hated the Jedi due to them wiping out his group of Mandos in Legends. In Legends, he knew about Order 66. He knew about Order 66 when, like, back in Clone Wartisms? Alright. The beginning of it, I mean, but, uh... Oh, wait, well, I guess that's a Legends canon, so who knows exactly what that means. Seem to recall there's a big arc, or series of episodes at least in the Clone Wars TV series that goes in that revolves around Order 66. Isn't that the new stuff that came out? The latest stuff? Uh, as in the seventh season? I don't... Yeah, because so. like, they did Order know. 66 or whatever. Apparently it was really good as well. I heard, I heard good fuck's sake. <laughs> Anytime I hear... I've heard the precise opposite, I guess is all I can say. Oh, well, in that case, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just <laughs> when, when we checked the IMDb reviews, it was like 10 out of 10, like as an mm. aggregate, and I was like, somehow I don't believe that. Um, but who knows? What does chat seem to believe? Was it a good tism, or was it a bad? Um, you know, if you, I guess. What's on my mind? If you wanted a surplus cult, you could get the the cult nineteen oh three um uh ones the like the hammerless ones. Those are a little cheaper. Um, I think the they're depending on the year and the condition, they could go a significantly lower than nineteen elevens, but they'll still be a fair amount. But they will be generally cheaper. I think my grandfather has one at his place. I need to check that out because it could be valuable. Probably is. Almost certainly is. Is Star Wars Bounty Hunter still canon? Pretty sure it's not. Whenever I reference it, I'm not like super serious trying to make any arguments or anything. <laughs> but it was a neat game. Who knows? Maybe I can play that on uh, on here. It is a gamma cube. Remember that game? I played it for a bit. I liked it a lot. It was fun. I liked stringing people up, checking their bounties, and then fucking reading out. There's there's one I remember. It's in like. Tatooine, I think. You can find a dude who, um, he's worth nothing alive and, like, 2,000 credits dead. Oh, yeah. Just like, sorry, bro. And you can set <laughs> like them on want, fire. They want him dead. They want it to be sure. Yeah. Someone mentioned Makarov's. Uh, yeah, you can buy Makarov's pretty cheap. Um, police issue... I know I have a, uh, a 1974 P-64 Radom Makarov that was, like, a police issue. Um... You can get surplus Eastern Europe, um, like trade-ins. Uh, a lot of them will be Berettas. A lot of them will be, you know, Makarov-style guns. Makarovs are cheap, but they're really shit to shoot. Um, I've had no problems with mine, but it's my it's my least favorite gun to shoot because it's a little tiny, you know, nine by eighteen Makarov. But the option is there. They make good carry pistols if you um, are so inclined. They're nice and thin. Hmm. Oof, that, that... They're good. They're just a tiny, tiny little pistol. I so... totally should have lost my barrel there. The game, let me keep it. Don't want to say. How do you lose your barrel? Uh, you if you hit anything too hard. Oh. Mm. Like you did that one time and it exploded. Literally, yes. 
What is it? It's toxic waste? Yes. If, we, if you throw toxic waste at an alien, it kills it. Well, that just makes sense. I think so, too. Uh-oh, the police. Don't you come for me right now. I'm busy. Trying to kill the aliens. This is for your own good, police. They just can't see that, that I'm trying to help with my toxic waste. Uh, but yeah, in, in Star Wars Bounty Hunter, you end up killing uh, Count Dooku's wayward Sith apprentice. She she Cray. She, she Kamari Vosa. Which is, as, as villainous names go, not bad. Fucking police coming after me now of all times. Like, come on, guys. Jesus Christ, the amount of money you can lose from a little wasp firing a machine gun level of electricity at you. Thank goodness I can pick it all back up. Um, ten years for Mauler to make a video is very quick, JK. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could get it done in that amount of time, in fairness. Order 66 is a contingency plan. Kamino know it exists, they made it, but it, they don't know Palps actually wants to ever use it to wipe out the Jedi. I always assumed that that was, like, one of the biggest parts of Palpatine's plan. He always wanted Order 66 to happen. He don't like the Jedi. Hmm. He don't like it. I mean, unless the thing on Geonosis went better, then that'd be how he'd do it, right? Well, I mean, if those clothes had turned up five minutes later, wouldn't all of those yeah. good guys have been dead? Pretty much. That's the thing. Uh... I go, good thing they showed up at that exact moment, like yeah, the timing on that one. Ooh. Unfortunate for Dooku that no one radioed ahead being like, hey, invading force coming, look yeah, out. There's an army here, by the way. Should we, like, they went in. What should we do? <laughs> Imagine landing as well. You've got a whole planet to search through, and someone's like, I don't know, check, all, check everywhere. Is there, is there a Colosseum? Maybe they're there. <laughs> check that. They scan for life forms. Everybody seems to chill out over here. They all land and just watch the show. Pretty sure, like, uh, what was it? Anakin had a tracking signal that everyone could lock onto. Um, I don't think it's unfeasible to say that the other Jedi had, you know, something for Well, like I said, they could scan in. for life signals anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Just I look mean, for, yeah, look, if Yoda you scan the planet, space. you'll get, like, a huge concentrated amount of them at the Coliseum. It's like, I guess that's where everyone is. And like, uh, regards to like the what should we call it the uh, they they land on Geonosis in the, the the fog. I was like, at least bloody attack of the clones does think of that, just sort of park somewhere secluded and out of sight. Whereas like the Jedi hunter from Rise of Skywalker, he parks in the most like visible place in the in the desert, like on the, yeah, um... the highest flat. So it, and I'm like, how the hell are scavengers not fucking... Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, Chris stuck the cuck. Prequels are good, not sorry. Oof. Probably should be sorry. But he said not sorry. Oh. Damn. Never mind then. This is EU, so it doesn't count here, but the Kaminoians did have contact with the Republic via the other corporations building and equipment and ships and vehicles for the clones. It was the Jedi that had no contact with them. I feel like it would be so fucking hard to keep that secret. That seems like the size of that operation. 
All it takes is one dude slipping that info out across the decade. One dude who goes to the Jedi and goes, so uh, do you want blasters or blaster rifles for the clone troops? And then he just goes, excuse me? Because I feel like if you're making an army, there's a, a million different customization options that you could have. Yeah. As you went, you would be making these constantly. Who knows you if don't just say, technology I want an army. develops over then... 10 years too, right? Ooh, like no. Mutually, many of your hypotheticals see Rags dead or you holding a gun on him. I just find this upsetting. <laughs> Use Jay instead. <laughs> um, very well. In future, I shall do that. Uh, just watch the Clone Wars, you massives. And hi, Rags. Hello. Look, it's simple. The Kaminoans were in league with Dooku, who was friends with Sifo in the books. Sifo worked with the, you see we're already at several issues <laughs> a lot of this stuff <laughs> I don't care the books I don't care that's the thing the books a movie should stand on its own a movie should provide us with ample information on its own Agreed. when it comes to outside outside material like books and interviews and comics and TV shows after the fact I was like no no it needs to be in the I will however say that like books can be used and like decisions make sense or like when something is unclear on screen like you can you know give you an insight into the character's heads or they're thinking in that particular moment something that you can't convey in the film like the, the attack of the clones novelization for example so i'm curious to see if in the attack of the clones novelization if it actually says padme runs up and kisses anakin or padme runs up and hugs Hmm. Well, uh, we, well here's the thing. We have a scene where we clearly see her running up and kissing Anakin, so it should be we, a dear embracing a Anakin. He has a they do that too. Oh. That's the thing. These are not contradictory. She clearly, clearly kisses him. I mean, he, he doesn't really. Embrace, I mean, he does, but like it's mainly her who just runs to him. He's like, okay, okay. He okay, embraces okay. her and leans his head down Let's... and punches slips to her. Too. I mean, he's just yeah. I mean, their their, their face is sort of like. Pass by each other, and he like just. I will download I know, he's the like PDF. And, and we book. will take it, huh? The book or piece of what? Of the book, as far as I'm okay, aware. Yeah, go for it. Um, we'll take a look here. Um, um it just we... yeah, Good. the book for Jack of the Download. Uh, I want to just download. Just what? What do I have to press to get? Actually, have the physical copy of that book. Twenty. Oh, it's got to finish downloading. I guess processing the document. I feel like they probably won't specify. They might not specify. I mean, at this point, I'm just curious because in the film we see it. So what happens in the books doesn't really matter. Um, the comics now have Padme never dying. Jeez. What? Someone in chat said the comics don't have Padme dying. Yeah. Uh, retcon. How? Oh. How? What happens then? Fuck's sake. The spin factor on this car is insane. You like hit something, you just go twang. I disagree. What the spin this. sounds like. Does, do, do you know it to sound like any other thing ever? I don't think so. 
Wattang is the sound of a spin. I think I'll take your word for that one. I am a spinman. Also, this mission's like the last of the game, I think, so... It is. It's, uh, it's pure excitement. I wonder if I can do the delivery first try. I've already failed to do this part of the mission first try, so there's no, no prestige to be had there. Also, reading the next one. Um, do, 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 do. Hypotheticals. Life will work for the Jedi. Side ordering the army and sending the money while Dooku managed it. Please read the book Plagueis, it's in there. If you have to watch the Clone Wars and read the EU novels to understand the prequels, that is still a strike against the prequels. Agreed. Yes. Camino uh, joined the Republic after the war started. Okay, we're getting some really mixed info on what this the stuff. Fuck? Well, there were separatist loyal people. What's going on? There were separatisms who were in on it but joined the Republic, but. Uh... I feel like they would have told. Um, that whole Camino uh, like establishment we had that we sort of like kept jumping from topic to topic to topic. Uh, sorry, what? I, I was kind of lost by the time people started saying we're in League of the Separatists. Okay, now I have no idea what the fuck I am. Like, because <laughs> I was completely. I still have no idea how people. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's from uh, Clone Wars TV show or, or possible books that Camino eventually like were overt in their uh, goals, intentions, or whatever. Also, thank you, police. You made me lose my fucking race again. <gasps> I'm outraged. Police, absolutely outraged. Give me speed. And the uh, Homer Devil costume. Yeah. What about it? my favorite. <laughs> you asking me to go... Oh, well, this is the last level. I would go and get it. I just want to do racing right now. <laughs> yeah, um, Obi-Wan at Kamino is meant to mirror the scene where Luke goes to Dagobah from scenery, aliens, and subject, Jedi losing faith and then regaining it. Um, uh, uh, I don't know about that. I'm not exactly sure how those dots are lining up. Here we follow a soldier of the Phantom Menace wandering through the war fields of Twitter. Currently is behind enemy lines. Must be careful if he wants to survive. I wonder who that's referring to. So there's a lot of there's a lot of battling on Twitter. I could picture that being many of the different Phantom Menaces as they are. Uh. Hell, it could be me. Mm. Every single EFAP antagonist is suddenly diagnosed with a deadly disease, and you only have three doses of the cure. Which villains do you save, if any? Oh boy. Which villains? I'm guessing that means anybody we've covered. Anyone we've covered? Uh... Jeez, people are gonna really condemn us for this. Um... I guess... Crymore? Yeah. Jay? Yeah. And... Sport theater? He was a pretty good sport. <laughs> Maybe, um... Tonald. Ooh, yeah, you know what? Gotta save Tonald, go. of course. And of course, the Dawn doesn't come into it because he was never covered, he was only defended. 
<laughs> so this one's chat's just don't say movie, Bob. <laughs> don't. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Tonal. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Crymore, J, and Tonal. There we go. No. 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 Um, you see that Obi Wan versus Kakashi death battle, Mola? I have not. Yeah, Kakashi that sounds stupid. Like a thing. Yeah. You're stupid. Wait, what? What's Kakashi? That's uh, character from Naruto. Presumably. Naruto. Oh, that didn't smash. Okay, we're in business, folks. Yay! Um, let me go. Um, you're on it. Okay, okay. Um, there's some good lines from Grandpa Simpson in this game. When you get hit by something, he says, "Oh, there goes my memories." And uh, just just lots of good lines for when you murder people and stuff. Just busted me already. It's so aggressive, you know? That's all I have to say. Rude. All I want is my money. Offended. I feel like I no way near have enough time now. I'm gonna try anyway, because I'm, I believe in the American dream that is delivering toxic waste to aliens. This is just like Independence Day. Mm. Okay, yeah, I've lost. <laughs> okay, guys. I'll get another chance. Uh, after hearing Willem's and Quinton's, I mean, glib and sitchistisms about TPM, I rewatched it, and I like it much more now. Thanks, Dad. Also, howdy, Sir Rag. Wait. Oh, you rewatched TPM. I see what you mean. Wow. You're saying that glib and sitch made you like it more? Alright. It's not impossible. I don't think I'm gonna be able to get back to this in time. Eh. You know, this is just not going well. I I don't want to restart the mission, but I might just have to. I don't think I can get back to the toxic waste in 30 seconds. Unless I drive perfect... Oh, great. I set off the police again. Uh, it's not a belt or a field. It's a planetary ring. I mean, not dissimilar from a belt, right? With the logic of they're all moving in a particular direction. At first, yeah, it was about the look. Then his character was fleshed out in EU. Stop pretending people only like him because he looks cool. If we're talking about Darth Maul, that is uh, not what I've said. I've only said why I like him. And that people can't say that his character's fleshed out in the prequels and then cite other things. Uh, thing. He's clear in terms of what he wants to do. That's fine with me. It's just that we barely get to know him beyond that, you know. Not many, not many layers to good old Mister Maul. Um, in the EU, Boba had a daughter, so also high rags. I did spot in the um, I think it was the Discord. They said something like, "There's a rumor from uh, Doomcock's channel saying something about um, the he crawls out of the Sarlacc only to die, and then another bounty hunter woman takes his." Like, armor and identity, which... Ooh. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's just one of them things where you're like, nah, that's, they wouldn't do that. It's like, be careful when you say that. Oh, people are saying that might have been about Boba Fett. Well, Boba Fett or Darth Maul. It kind of applies to both. 
Boba Fett is Timura. Boo, he's Jeremy Bullock. I mean, I, I, I don't even know if that guy would still would be able to reprise his role as Boba Fett at this point. If he's uh, still around. He's no good to me, dead. Speaking of bros, compare the brotherly relation between Loki and Thor to Anakin and Obi-Wan. I don't want to prove anything, just food for thought. Uh, sure. Very different relationship. Not entirely sure if there is something you're going for there. But you said there wasn't, so... Why does everybody drive in front of me whenever I'm trying to achieve anything in this game, you know? I'm starting to think some level of conspiracy going on. The aliens are trying to prevent me from saving the world. Also, that is the weirdest way to get over that fucking fence, but alright, I'll take it. Go around the behind. Guys, look up. Arnold Schwarzenegger Japanese energy ads. Do it. Do it now. I think I've seen those uh, before. They're rather amusing. Um, Anakin at Shmi's grave. I wasn't strong enough to save you. Also, Anakin shortly after. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's holding me back. Well, that's what he thinks, that he'd be more powerful if Obi-Wan hadn't held him back, right? I believe that's what we're led to believe in that scene. I just wish that we kind of... Either we saw more of that, or that more of that was confronted between the two of them. I feel like it could be an improvement. Um, what I wouldn't give for a competent, sensible prequel remake series. The overall story is there. Also, holy I'm shit. Back. The overall story is there. Uh, it needs a lot of polish. <laughs> I uh, We actually did talk about that briefly, the idea of remaking the prequels. I feel like we've got a lot of what could make it work. I think so, we too. We could do it. Not us specifically, just the concept. Um, and we said we would cast Charles Dance as Dooku, and with that alone, do you guys not want to give it a shot? I think we should. Would Charles Dance be a good Palpatine? I don't know about that. Ooh. I wouldn't be able to pull off the campaign. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like that's a character for Charles Dance, really. Yeah. Do, Is it because though. we expect Palpatine to be campy because of what we have, or because he needs to be campy as a character? I think Palpatine is quite the fun-loving little troll, to a degree. <laughs> he clearly enjoys what he's doing. A bundle of joy! I don't, I don't see why people think Sith are that bad. They're great. He's just trying to have some fun. I just want to have some fun. Oh, Palpatines just want to have fun. Yeah. On Twitter. Oh, I don't have Twitter. The greatest turn of Rise of Skywalker is to make Palpatine not fun. Yeah, he wasn't very fun at all in that film. Oh. He was mostly just like, I want to take over the world, lol. And you're like, yeah, alright, alright. <laughs> they tried to tried to take him super seriously and make him play himself straight. Like, I would, I unironically, know, if we were writing it and we were actually trying to be serious, I would be like, can we slip in I am the Senate? Can we do this? I feel like we need to. <laughs> Maybe I was the Senate? I was the Senate. <laughs> trying to say Palpatism. Apparently Jar Jar is the Senate. 
True. He just proposes motions and they happen. Mm. No one's going to vote wow. against the double J. I didn't lose my barrel there. I really should have game. I don't know what you're playing at. Maybe know. it's because they think, okay, if we vote against him, we'll have to, like, talk to him on the subject. <laughs> and that means we have to talk to him. <laughs> Maybe it'd be wow. better to just nod quietly. Like, any, anything you want, Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can sit down. You're mostly ignoring him. Yeah. And he's like, destroy the entire Senate? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, I can imagine the sessions begin. And now, a motion from the senator from... Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Naboo. Fuck! <laughs> oh, we got us a meme, huh? Let's see if I can get the means in which to show this meme. Your Let me tell you about a motion. I like that I am very long. <laughs> Let me tell you about a motion. <laughs> I love long man as well. Nolly's just a face. <laughs> like an apple, a rotting apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Have you considered... Doing something oh, with God. the mic. Oh, me. Turning it into a... Oh, you should use the... You could use the... You should use the, the, the picture that... Um, uh, Sid Nicholson made, right? Is he the one who did it? Uh, yes. The one from the debate. <laughs> that picture's awesome. The debate one. Is he the one where... Jack on steroids? No, no, that's totally not terrible. Yeah, that's just that's give just, yourself some credit. That's just how it is. Actually, there's a story behind my. There's a story behind your star. Uh, no, no, go for it. Yeah, yeah it's uh, people basically see it, like in my icon as like this easy thing, and it's partially true. But the other thing behind that is when I started doing what I was doing, I was like, "What am I calling myself?" I was like, "Oh, I see myself as kind of an anomaly of a human being." Uh, for me, myriad different reasons. Like, okay, I call myself right. that. And, right, right, so... Okay, so I'm going to go on camera, but I don't want my friends to, like... This is completely retarded, but, like, I was like, I don't want my friends to know I do YouTube because I'm just trying this out, so... I know, mm -hmm. I'll wear sunglasses to disguise myself. I was like, wait a minute, I'm missing something. And I go to my local game store, and I just see this South Park hat with this green question mark on top. I was like... It's like the Riddler, but it also has that little, like, question mark, mystique. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll wear that. So the avatar of the hats and the sunnies, it's just basically what I used to wear on camera when I did my movie reviews. Like, I used to do Stockman-style videos. Hmm. And, yeah, so, and then I just, the smiley with the hat. Yeah, pretty lazy, but, like, yeah, I figured it just, yeah. It, it, it mirrored what I was wearing, so I was like, I'll keep this. And then it just sort of that's how people got to know me, and I was just like, right, I'll keep it. I actually put out a poll, I was like, should I change it? And then uh, majority of people said no, because they said it's like, no, nah, it's, it's like iconic now. And I'm like, all right. They said right, no. You guys are the boss. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they said no. I feel like you're better equipped to not say it like Fringy than Fringy is. <laughs> <laughs> you can escape the no oh. curse. He, I don't yeah, think he can. How come? How come you don't say it like that, anomaly? 
because I don't know. I got. I almost did. He kind of did. Did I? Stop bullying the poor Australian. He's like, I don't know. Okay. It's the cursive sound. Accent kind of fluctuates between like full blown Aussie to like uh, an Aussie American hybrid. So I, I talk weird. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's because Fringy it's is of, green. Uh, Guys, that is a racism. Dex is a American color. Hmm. All right. Uh, so you did it. Um, yes, I actually did. I've defeated this video game. David Attenborough voice. Now what? It is now What's dusk your... in this hellish landscape. The Phantom Menace soldier. Oh wait, I read that one already. Did they resend it? Oh, oh, oh wait. The Phantom Menace soldier has taken refuge in the ruins of Kelly Marie Tran's Instagram profile will have to do until he gets back to friendly lines. This is a very weird uh, universe, you know? You just don't know what to expect. It could be all kinds of things. And yeah, we're gonna have to let the credits run for this game before I could possibly start up any kind of new game. Come on, guys. You know how it works. Gotta appreciate all these people who did the game. Look, Darren Evanson, Chris Mitchell, Joshua Mitchell. See the Mitchell brothers were involved? Hey, don't forget Yayoi Marino Journey. I didn't. I was gonna say it. Jeff Plumley, Sheik Sahib, Galen. Right, you guys are gonna go right past Wolfgang Haman, aren't you? Wolfgang. No. Jeremy Masana. Masana. That sounds like a planet, like Persana. Sheik Sahib, game designer. Sheik Sahib. Look at that one, Jaroslav Shorny. <laughs> Jaroslav. John Zongi Wang. <laughs> John Zongi Wang. Oh. John where? I don't know if it's, it's below Robert Pete and above Ross Young. Ting Ting Chen! Yes! Ting Ting! Graphic artist Ting Ting Chen. I love it. Ting Ting Chen. Oh, what the name? Dusit Yakachai Chanvit? Yakachai Chanvit? That's probably racist. Dusit Yakachai Chanvit? I don't even know. I'm super racist. This is Corey Hawthorne. Um, worry not, young Skywalker. Slaughter village of space Muslims. I also have. Oh my. I mean, if he's therapizing, you know. Yeah, Yoda's a good, good guy. Give me old Ting Ting Wang. I say. Just woke up. Fell asleep around the Camino bit. <laughs> well, welcome back. Uh, Rags abuses chat. Kick Rags. Also, hi Rags. Hello. So the Sand People Holocaust is a go then? I mean, he kind of did it already, you know? Anakin. Kinda, he kind of went there. Anakin. Anakin, stop. You cannot. Uh, to be fair, what would you say if your significant lover just slaughtered an entire village out of grief? I don't know. I'm honestly not, not sure. I'm not sure what so I would say. I think I... I would start off. Go ahead. No, no, you go, go, go. I'd start off incredulous, and I feel like I need more information. I'm like, what? When? Who? But why? What? 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 How? When? What? 
What are you going to say, Anomaly? I was just going to say, like, uh, and he did say if, if the loved one was, like, grieving, which is, because uh, my argument was, like, I'd need full context before I could actually tell you what my reaction would be. And to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't know how to react. I'd just be kind of speechless. But, you know, it, again, if they were, like, just a, a complete wreck, I wouldn't want to make, and I'm, you know, if they're my significant other and I care about them and all that jazz, uh, I wouldn't want to make the pain worse, Is would be my number I'd be afraid for me because if they came to me and said, "Ah, I was a psychopathic killer, murderer person, and I slayed a bunch of people," I'm like, "Uh, "Why are you telling me this? Is because you're going to kill me next?" How is it not perfectly normal, Rags? Explain yourself. Yeah, sometimes there is no one else. A significant other. Who else would they tell? No one. Because they don't want people but... to find out? <laughs> Do more than any... If I killed a bunch of people, I wouldn't tell anybody. You'd tell me. I mean, me. I could have killed a bunch of people, and I... Who knows? Maybe I, maybe I have. You you don't know, because here's the... Here's the super secret kind of, um... That, like the, like, like the, the tip, right? The big thing. It's like, you don't tell anybody. Um... That's another thing, like, well, after killing those people, would you have any remorse or would you have no remorse? If you had none. remorse and guilt and okay, none, then yeah, I can, I can, you know, no, none, none. You, like, if, if it's eating at you like crazy, then that's like a. Uh, conf- Wait, what? Oh, am I talking too silently? By the way, I feel like I'm mumbling. I don't know. Uh, parts of it are falling away, and I'm not quite catching it. Oh, okay. Well, basically, what I'm saying is like, uh, yeah, if, if, if it's like Rags, who just doesn't give a shit, like, I can understand, like, oh, keeping yeah. it a secret and not telling anyone. Yeah, okay. I'd be glad. <laughs> like, if you actually, like, remorse, like, remorse, guilt, uh, and it's just, you know, you had a conscience, and it was just, like, being away at you, then I could absolutely see that person telling their other or feel they can confide in the most. I haven't played this game. Wow, Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion, man. This is some good shit. Is it? Can I get a one in the chat if you think this game is a GameCube game? Let's see, let's yeah, see how boy. crazy they go. That's a really controversial topic, you know. Um, Padme is racist against sand people. They were like N-words, and I slaughtered them like N-words? Oh my. Anakin, <laughs> you gotta stop with your craziness. Wow, a lot of people seem to think this is a GameCube game. It's clearly a fucking PS2 game, guys. Jeez. PS2. PS1. It's starring the mascot of the PS2, Charles Bandicoot. But he's green. Uh, there are two Padmes in you. One a diplomat and the other Anakin's girlfriend. Which do you feed? I feed the diplomat. Definitely. The diplomat. Anakin's girlfriend is a good place to be, honestly. Give more prequel EFAPs to FAP2. Hey, we can't overload you guys on prequel, prequel FAPs, okay? You know, you gotta chill. You've had three. Who knows, maybe there's three more to come. Would you be able to survive that? I don't think so. Uh, make that Dragon Ball podcast, Theo. You have no honor, no beer. 
Okay. <laughs> no beer? <laughs> no beer? Take him up on that. Hmm. I probably need a rewatch of Dragon Ball. Man, it's yeah, been I know, a it's like fucking a... long time. Maybe you do. At least Theo actually watched Dragon Ball before talking. Oh. <laughs> Could we see a Star Wars OT EFAB arc in the future? Give it the old objective once over? Oh, for sure, yeah. And um, one of the videos we'll probably cover will be uh, Cosmonaut's video on the OT. I believe he has one. Ugh. I can't wait to see what his Ugh. million viewed video will be trying to argue about the flaws of the OT. It's going to be fantabulous, I'm sure of it. Sure, it'll be great. I'm sure he definitely won't use it to jab at the people who don't like the sequels all the time. Um, yeah, OT arc coming soon to a, to a prequel arc completed EFAP near you. A loud rumbling wakes the Phantom Menace soldier. He looks outside the window, and to his horror, a disnoid soy tank. This particular model fires pure soy to cuckify its victims. Into liking TLJ. Um, they have soy tanks? That seems like an oxymoron, but... <laughs> Alright. Soy tanks it is. Is uh, is the game in the full window? It is. All right, good. Second there. I thought you guys weren't seeing all of Lugie's moonshine. We can't I feel have like that. green is a more appropriate color. Uh, for what now? This game, Luigi's Mansion. Oh yeah, but we're doing a main EFAP episode, not a mini. Oh yeah, that's right. Can't be having it even consistent like that. I'd fuck everything up. Literally, yeah, things would, would be yeah. blown up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, oh boy, some objective guests. DB better oh. than DBZ. Oh no, they're retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody wow. said that, did they? <laughs> I, I never said that. I, I, was, I, was in the, I was in the opposite team. I tentatively said that. <gasps> <gasps> that means you're terrible and horrible. Die. Nice. Die. Uh... Gohan is bad. It gives me strength. Gohan is bad. Goten is worse. I can agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Mm. Ten is go ten. Yeah, go eleven is the next one. Oh. Um. By the way, Rags, you have every right go. to oust Kib's character as a traitor to the Reich. You should do that after the meeting. Hmm. Maybe. Vote to buy applause. Oh, for the for the thing we were talking about, yeah. yeah In, uh, sounds with, bad. Yeah. Forgot notifications. I've gone to your channel and not seen when you're streaming. What the hell, YouTube? Anyway, I have an exam, so I'll watch this later. Also, hi, Rags. Hello. Discord might be your best bet, man. Yeah. Uh, wrong lesson syndrome. Prequels had too much politics. What did we learn? World building is the big gay. This is the thing, man. I actually think that, like, that might be a bit of a well poison by Plinkett. Like, just telling everybody that there's loads of politics in the prequels and everyone finds it so boring. And I'm always just like, do they, though? Do they? Has anyone really thought about it? Because they never seem to be that specific. Because imagine someone who said, like, they're really boring because, and then talks about all of the politics that actually happens and how they don't make sense and how they take ages to explain them. 
Like, that would be something, but they never do. Hmm. They're always just like, it's boring. Can you expand on that? Oh, come on, you know. Well, weren't you bored? Like, no, actually, not it's even when I was like eight. All stuff we don't care about. Not even when I was a young man who couldn't pay attention to things for longer than five seconds. There I was, watching those big floaty platforms say things in big echoey voices, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, Politics is cool. Voices. Oh my god, there's so many bad guys. Oh my god. Killed them all. And the women ghosts. And the children ghosts. What does that make me? Hmm? What does it make me? It makes you a... A rapscallion. <gasps> oh. Um, if I could write episode 2, I'd have this scene near the end where the Senate is deciding what to do about the clone army so it shows a greater control of Palpatine instead of an insert scene. So... Would it need to be before that? I, I mean, it'd be, be it would be good. I mean, you couldn't I, have well, it near I, the end. Yeah, you'd need it before Geonosis. Before he gets the powers. Like, the vote is really close, maybe? And maybe as the war goes on, people support him more and more? And when you say it shows good? a greater control of Palpatine, do you mean the individual Senate discussions relate to him in some way? I don't know. Um, Jar Jar Doom Alderaan. True. He was the one who wiped out Alderaan. That fucker. Hey man. Jar Jar. Those domino memes where like finding a frog person in the swamp and then that's the smallest domino and the biggest domino is like the destruction of 60 planets. <laughs> hey Qui-Gon, if you'd just let him to whatever was gonna Die. happen to him in that place, you know, everything would've been fine. Um, can a Jedi slash Sith use the Force to whack off the enemy? I don't see why not. In theory, yeah. Should this be displayed in one of the mainline movies? Maybe. Who am I to say no? Maybe. Uh, I yeah, they could do it. To, I mean, they could do. <sighs> Who's left that I want to see whacked off? Uh, you mean after Ray, the sequels? Yeah. I mean, surely you like Poe. Yeah, Poe's alright. Knew it. <laughs> As Mace Windu was getting electrocuted by Palpy, do you think he was wondering why someone would cut off his hand before tossing him out a window? That's a Dark Knight Rises <laughs> reference. Hashtag Jaja did nothing wrong, also high regs. Hello. He thought he was helping, alright? Jeez, lay off. Lay off the binks, man. He was like, I'm gonna... He was thinking before he made that statement, he was like, this is it, Jar Jar. This is your fucking moment. You're gonna go down the <laughs> <laughs> They'll remember <laughs> you for this. They're gonna remember you. Oh, how gonna, right you were, Mr. Binks. You're gonna go back That's to Naboo proud. as a fucking hero. Ladies will just throw themselves at you. God, it's so annoying whenever you inherit a mansion and it's filled with ghosts. It's so, like, ugh, Mondays, yeah. Happens all the time. Wow, that was really easy. I forgot. 
I guess the first level is for lame people, and I just... I'm just too good. <laughs> uh, this makes the Cinema Twins look like film geniuses. So, unironically, yes, and what that means is, like, I think Cinema, Sins, Cinema Wins' video on Tross is worse as a video than uh, Chris's video on the prequels. However, at least Cinema Wins, like, notices things. You know, he can actually talk about things. I don't know what, like, maybe I just have a bad impression of Chris, but holy shit, man. It's like, he must I'm do like it from memory, it's the only explanation. Why is he satisfied with the way that he does things? Why does he feel full? Well, I was about to say, why does he feel fulfilled? It's like, but I don't think he does, because that was part of what um, Notes from Melanie was about, wasn't it? He's, um, mm. the main character is totally an allegory for him. He's very successful about in something that he doesn't really care to be successful in. And that is why it is a deep work, and anybody who says otherwise is wrong. Did any of you consider the themes of Notes from Melanie? No. Ugh. You guys are the worst. <laughs> so, someone said, Rag says that ladies will throw themselves at Jar Jar when he returns, as if they weren't before. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> They're called the Jarrets. He was a general and a war hero, and... But Jar Jar, he got exiled, but now that's your That makes him even cooler. He's like a wild card. Droid, came back. He's such a bad He boy. got banished, Brennan. came back, and became a war general. Like, whoa. He's a Goonga Ronin. What more could you want? You're still thinking we're gonna fuck? It's really awkward, you know, but it, it's just how they speak. Some people consider it non-romantic. I think that's narrow-minded. We suck on a do the boinky boinky. Bouncer with a me. Oh, it's like Mario. Leave me alone, ghosts. Stick it in my poodoo hole. Jar -jar. Poodoo, poodoo hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the poodoo hole. I'm a, I'm a bit of bad Gungan. <laughs> How could you... Like, everyone would know, too, because their houses are all transparent with the walls and everything. Oh, no. But I bet, I bet he. he no, there are mating. The kind of guy there are mating capsules, right? Okay, mating capsules. He likes it when people watch. Okay, yeah, there are mating capsules for that too. It's really just dependent on your preference. That's just those are just rooms. <laughs> no, because every room is clear. Then there are mating capsules that aren't, and then there are clear mating capsules that are. It makes complete sense, and if you question it, you're just nitpicking. I can hear you, your desire to nitpick. I can smell it. <clears throat> the smell of nitpick in the morning. The smell of Gungan pheromones no. filling up the mating capsule under the no. sea. I wonder what Jar Jar sounds like when he. We're fine. Just go ahead. We are going home. He says, "Yippee!" <laughs> he's like, "Where, where did you hear that?" And he's like, "Oh, nowhere." <laughs> it's, it's what they say when they have human intercourse. Yippee! 
Um, so people are, people are going to have to get through eight hours of bullshit to get to the gold. Yep. That's the so I took the bait. GF and I are nearing Buffy season four and really enjoying it. I must admit, but it's more fun than good written, I'd say so far. Oh, give uh, give season three is definitely well written. I can see why you may have trouble with season four. It's it's all right. I understand, but uh, that five and six. Give me an update when you get past five and six. Let me know. Uh, what do you think of trying out Terminator Resistance while reading super chats? Maybe for a catch-up stream? It's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think once I exhaust the Dolphin Library, I will probably start going into PC games. It's probably going to happen. Yeah, once I once I beat all of the GameCube games, I'm gonna be all of them. Now that you've made it through that door, uh, you're gonna be all you'll of them. Be able to, uh, it's not gonna be all. I don't like all of them. Not gonna happen. No. It's not big gay, big gay. Oh my god. Or small gay. It really depends on the game. So if Padme had to marry Jar Jar for political reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Anakin. After have after Jar Jar, I just can't. I can't. Anakin, Senator Binks is respected. <laughs> he gets things done, and <laughs> just like he gets me done in the future. Oh no! He Poor his Anakin. Ah. Uh. Oh balls! All right. Well, that was a good start. Actually, probably edit Ajar and Padme. Wait, what was that? What do you want to do? <laughs> Oh, I said like you could you could probably like you ever, you ever seen that uh, compilation on Facebook, uh, on Facebook YouTube? It's called Ramsey Bolton, the ultimate kindest man in Westeros. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's there's, like, there's one for Joffrey as well. <laughs> I'll, I'll go watch that. Um, I was like, you could probably like take all of the the context of like Joffrey. Like, some weirdo could probably take all of the context. I mean, you could probably make one for Palpatine. He says some stuff that could be interpreted as nice, right? <laughs> Actually, he says plenty of things to Atticate that are just straight up supportive. Yeah. So, you, yeah, you, you'll be fine. Um, hi, Muller and Co. If forced, would any of you rather surf Nazaire in peak season or climb half dome freestyle? Would we whether surf Nazaire? Surf Nazaire or Half Dome Freestyle? Climb Half Dome Freestyle. So, whenever I put... I, I started to type Surf na, and then Surf Nazis Must Die. The 1987 <laughs> film popped up. Naturally. Surf Nazaire. Uh, I guess Nazaire is a, is a, a Portuguese... Uh, town for like surfing uh-huh uh so surf nazaire or half dome climb yeah climb half dome freestyle i'd rather surf nazaire climbing half dome looks like it's just well hmm I uh, it's in Yosemite. I'm looking at some of these pictures, and it is. I would rather hike half dome. I would rather hike half dome. Change my mind. 
Alright then. Surfing or hiking? I would prefer hiking. Never been into surfing, you know? I'm just not one of those dudes. Have you skied? No, but that seems fun. Skiing is fun. I've uh, I've skied and it is a blast. And I would highly recommend anyone who wants to give it a shot to go for it. It's not actually that difficult to get started and have a blast. I had a blast. Lo great time. Smile on my face. Rex, we've got another really? ethical problem with the video game. I'm about to beat up and essentially murder a baby. I don't know if this... Can we broadcast this? Is it a dead... Well, is it a dead baby? I mean... It died, but it's kind of still around. <laughs> then it's fine by me. I mean, as long as it's dead. I think we're in the clear, right? If it died already, it's not really our fault if anything happens. You can't kill it. You're not going to hurt it. He's pissed because I'm using his rocket horse. Rock, rocket, rocking horse. How selfish do you have to be, you know? Oh, Drew's sangria, boy. Wait, I'm going to... Baby died. That's I know, dark. it's fucked up, isn't it? That's, not, that's like legitimately dark. The ghost died, and he's like, you want to play with me? <laughs> I was like, hey, man, oh, Luigi's man. Mansion ain't pulling punches, okay? I gave him an owie. He hates grown-ups. He's gonna kill me now. This is the end. Um, if you managed to get Mike from Red Letter Media for an interview, what would you ask him? Hmm. Um, probably a couple of lame, basic questions, such as... What do you want to do with RLM, like, ultimately? Um, do you have any plans to make a film of your own going beyond something like Space Cop? Um, what movie would you like to have been, like, on the set for? You know, questions like that. Just all movie-related, basically. And then maybe, like, what are some of his favorite YouTube creators? That could be interesting to find out. Got old Mike Stoklasser. And then, like, I don't know. How long does he think he can get away with benefiting off Rich Evans' talent? I so. think that the kindness of Rich Evans it's, will never yeah, true. ever end. It, will, it is a well that will never go dry. What would you ask him, Rags? Uh, I guess... I'd be curious. What you asked him is a good question because uh, I would be legitimately interested in that. But I suppose I don't even know because that's such a solid one. Because uh, it would be like YouTube related, um, like about the because they seem like normal people who just do a YouTube thing. I might ask them how they got started. What got them to, like what? Like the warehouse that you guys have, how'd you get that? Who does it belong to? How does, like, the kind of the logistics of how they all do the work and yeah. film everything? I'm interested in that sort of thing. Um, who understands filmmaking less, Anomaly or Lucas? Oh, oh my god. Wow. Oh. Fuck him up, Anomaly. <laughs> oh. Wait, are you saying something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I... Could you not hear me? Or... No, no. But go ahead. Okay, well, I basically said, I don't think... I, I'm one of those people that hates the term filmmaking, especially when it's used in, like, video essayists. It's like, for example, when Cosmonaut says, like, these movies honestly fail at almost every level of filmmaking. I was like, 
realistically speaking, what the fuck do you know about filmmaking? What do any of us know about filmmaking anyway? I mean, we can say, yeah, that shot looked good and this, this, that, but like... I think we can do more than that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to rant here. It's just like I hate. Yeah, no, I, 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 you're probably right, Rags. I just like I hate, but I hate how people use it as if they fucking. Not don't, like, yeah, don't worry. We know what you're talking about. I like they yeah, assert yeah. it without ever explaining it, and just expect it to be, which happens a lot with the certainly these sequels, uh, these prequel videos as we've seen. Hmm. But I give me reasons why. Don't just assume that you're right. Like, act, actually act as if you're trying to convince me of something. It's weird that you're going to have to tell people them. about, like, persuasive writing 101. I mean, it only makes sense, doesn't it? Because, like, that's their whole fucking job. Yeah, like, <laughs> surely they should already know this. And you might be like, wow, you'd be really condescending. It's like, okay, so to convince me of anything, you actually have to make an argument. And for some reason, a lot of them don't do this. And it's like, hey man, a review is simply a description of an experience. It's like, yep, that explains how you ended up with what you had. If that's what you want to do with your time, okay, I guess. God, Boba Fett's actor is not good. It's like, literally, on the lists of problems for the prequels, that doesn't even rank. If, even if it were true, which I don't think it is. I just... The way he makes his videos, I'm, I'm, I can say this about everybody we've covered, really. <laughs> but, like, I just don't get it. Because um, it might be, it might be shame. Like, I'd say Stuckman knows a deal about filmmaking since hiring director. Like, you know, so, like, you know, the technology and shot composition and, like, stuff. I don't know. Shit that I know nothing about from a technical aspect. I, like, you know what? I... I feel like that might be true in a technical sense, but I feel like a lot of people could just, average people, could just make a better film than him. So they say they can write better, and they can... Like, we all pretend as though uh, critical analysis is not something that requires a skill set. Like, uh, he's so quick, he's, he's among many, to be very quick to dog on, you know, criticism. And I'm not okay. a fan of that mindset. It's like, if you made a film, you're, like, automatically better than anyone who just criticizes films. Like, okay. Like, creatively speaking, you're superior because you've created while they... No, no, no. And I'm just like, fuck you. Some reviews take ages to make that are really yeah. well made. Yeah. Also, yes, let's real. take, for instance, I don't know, Hitler, right? Oh, no. He's done one Holocaust. Me? None. True. Not a single one. True. Not a single Holocaust. Can confirm. Not one. I, I, I haven't, haven't even tried. Haven't even tried. Okay, you used Hitler for your uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, sorry, your uh, Brown Table <laughs> video rags. I'm going to use Hitler because it's a fucking great example. <laughs> he, he, he likes to trot out his Hitlers. It's true. Listen, it's just... Hitler is, even in death, Hitler is a useful man. <laughs> <laughs> and what Rags means is he has use, okay? It's neutral yeah, to have use. Yeah, he, he's fu usefulness can be taken from his... Meh. So. Him Himmler? Oh, no. Um, I think that 2R... I think R2 is supposed to be... Having thrusters makes absolute sense given that it's a droid meant to operate in space and might need to maneuver in zero-G. I mean, I don't have a problem with him having thrusters. It's the problem of, wait, did you just retcon him into th having thrusters without thinking about everything he does in the OT? 
which I think they're in the clear. I could be wrong. But, um... Yeah, I can believe he has thrusters. That's fine. That's a plate for a super battle droid thigh. Oh, there you go. A thigh. It's quite sexy, isn't it? Super battle droid thigh. You guys like thighs, right? Even if they are a part of super battle droids? Yeah, I like me some droid thighs. Mm-hmm. Thighs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's hugging me. Ew. I'm getting me too'd by a ghost. How fucked up is that? How do you even complain about that? Kyle Reese. It can't be bargained with, it can't be reasoned with, it doesn't feel pity, remorse. Terminator Dark Fate. Hold my beer. I mean, yeah, Terminator Dark Fate just says they develop a conscience or some shit. I don't know. Oh. Fuck that movie. Have you seen what that movie yet, Rex? Not that, not that you should. I have you? no. Yeah, no. I, I have not, no. Don't. Ever. All I heard was I was mildly interested, and then I heard how terrible it was, and I decided I had better things to do. It upset people. It upset children. It made them cry. It doesn't deserve to be watched. That is the review. That is all of the review. Um, Chris Cuckman has pathetic written all over him. Oh my goodness. You guys gotta be nicer Sheesh. to Mr. Cuckman. He didn't do nothing. He just didn't have a particularly good video about Attack of the Clones. He made a bad video. You know, I'm, I'm willing to bet that there's quite a few people who watch Chris Stuckman in our audience, actually. Quite a few. Be honest, people in chat. Press... They like to dunk on him. Press zero if you watch Chris Stuckman unironically. You like his, his opinions and his input, alright? And don't feel ashamed, just, just, I'm just curious. Anomaly <laughs> with the stream. <laughs> I, I want to see if I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. Okay, yeah, we got a couple. A few, yeah, we got some ones, twos, and fives. That means they watch him a lot. It is a non-zero amount. Who? <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, people are just straight up saying no. 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 Negative 20. I don't even know what that means. I used to until I realized he adds absolutely nothing to the review. Yeah, but I mean, you know. That's harsh, it's but enough. I can't see you're wrong. It's enough for some people that it's just a friendly face and you're curious what they thought of the movie. Like, that can be enough. And this is what I mean, right? When he's, like, referring to critics as a whole, doing XYZ for the format, I'm like, Chris, you're a part of a very specific format that is just not... Like, I feel like it's outclassed these days, that format. But it's quick. It's a really quick format. It gets out, like, before the movie's even out, so... And a lot of people argue that that's why uh, it's a useful format, because they'll have the non-spoiler review from someone you trust saying, hey, I liked it, go see it. You know, it's, there's still value there, right, guys? Right? Guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. No doubt about it. Uh, we're almost there, almost at the objective perfection of the Hailfire droid. At last, the prequels will be redeemed. 
We didn't even discuss Those the Hailfire droid. We didn't even discuss how the what droid? Yeah. Hailfire droid, the two wheels droid that fires loads of rockets at once. Oh. I adore that droid. <laughs> Rags doesn't like it. I, I, I think uh, they're silly. Rags doesn't like them. I don't think, I don't, I just think they learn. just think they look silly. Theo, what is your hot take on Hailfire droids? <laughs> I think they look silly. <gasps> um, well, see, I'm biased because I liked playing with them in, in the different video games. I kind of think they look I, if not cool. Especially with the spray fire of rockets. Whether or not they're functional is... I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm assuming not. They're OP in every game they're in. They're usually glass cannony in the games. Um, but even in Battlefront 2, they're, um, they're launching things like... The, it's a complete lie, right? So as, if you watch Attack of the Clones, <laughs> one of those rockets can destroy an AT... Uh, RCT, a, a is tank. it? Is it AT RCT? Which is, like, insane. Some like that. Let's just call it that for a second. The big tank things. Mind you, if you fire, like, fucking 20 of them in Battlefront 2 directly into one of those things, it does, like, nothing. So, I've been sold short by the movies into my video game, and I demand recompense. That means pennies, but recomped. A-T-T-E, okay. I've released the booze. The rise, get this. I just opened up something that releases another 50 ghosts into the house. Why? Would you I do didn't, that? I didn't know. Luigi didn't know. I knew. Luigi didn't know. We're gonna do what we did your brother only worse. <laughs> I mean, they locked him inside a painting, so they're gonna do that to me, but worse. What do you think that means? Alright. Oh! Oh! You've released all the ghosts! Why'd you fucking do that? Yeah, he's pissed at me, but it's fine. I think Anakin killing the Tuscans was justified. They tortured Shmi to death, and they literally only raid other people's stuff. They're a blight. I mean, I don't know about that. Killed the children. The men and the children, too? <laughs> Did they all deserve it? <laughs> I don't know. What if they what if they were really, really upset about how those two guys were treating Shmi and they were gonna they're like, listen, we're gonna get her out about it. And this just this we know this isn't this isn't helping our image, okay? I think the creepy masks don't help. But this really doesn't really doesn't do a lot for us. Could I, I feel like you should let her go. And they refuse and they're like, right, that's it. Tonight we're gonna break oh. her out. And they start heading over yeah. there and then this guy <laughs> comes out with a lightsaber and they're like, What the fuck? I mean, this is the thing, man. You just, you don't know. You don't know. I don't think it's Plinkett's fault here. Uh, I just think people suck at criticizing the prequels. AW thoughts on YMS video on Kimba? It's truly long and thick. Also, shout out to AK Rex. Also, hi, Rex. Hello. Um, yeah, the YMS Kimba video is really good. Everyone should go see it. I'm going to shout it out in my TFA Part 3 video. It's so well-researched. I, I... I struggle to think of the horrors that man went through, having to watch so much Kimba footage. When that show... I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, it's a weird one. And I've seen a lot of the responses to his work. Nah. Bit, bit weird. There's a lot of Kimba fans out there who are very upset with his video. And uh, I don't know what to make of that, to be honest with you. Kimba fans? Uh... Yeah. They, uh... 
They do not appreciate his input, to say the least. Uh, there's, there's like, threads he was sharing on his Twitter where they were like, I'm not gonna listen to some Lion King fanboy about how Lion King didn't rip off Kimba. And it's really weird because a lot of people who are, like, hyper-defensive of Kimba haven't watched the show. Because, um, mm -hmm. honestly, if you watch Kimba, the White Lion, back-to-back -back with Lion King, you will not understand even in the slightest how people connect them. And yet. The clips I've seen are... Funny. They're abysmal. Oh, you hit toe. Why would you do that? That's not fair. Some weird shit. That's the strange, isn't it? That is the strange. That is the strange. Um, saying Yoda can't fight back is like telling a martial artist he can't fight back because martial art is meant for defense. Like, I think we distilled it down into more of what the point really is, which is that people don't know that we should be seeing Yoda doing those things. Not that he shouldn't do them at all, just that should we be seeing him jumping around? I don't know. And I think that's a fair discussion to have. But if someone says, like, Yoda said you should never fight, I'd be like, oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe Yoda, but I also don't believe that you that he actually said that. I mean, I don't... Yoda's training Luke to face Vader. It's not like he's yeah. like, go and don't do anything. <laughs> that's a lot Yoda is totally down with fighting to protect, like, a greater good or whatever. Yoda should totally have gone with Luke. Should have fucked. Could you imagine? Yoda turns up to Bespin with Luke, and they both fucking lightsaber fight Vader. Remember, oh, dude, Vader is like, "Am I on the council and considered a master now?" And Yoda's like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> Jesus, let it go. <laughs> like, you just lays into him for a little while. Do you know what you did? He's like, "Do you know what you did?" He's like, "Oh, I didn't make you, you a know master. You, you killed children." Yoda. I haven't forgotten about any of it, Vader. You piece of shit. <laughs> He's like, "All right, fine." I had my reasons. You had yours. He's like, "No, no, I don't think you can say that." Kill children, dude. Twice. And Luke is like, did you? And he's like, don't, let's not, we're not talking about old stuff. That was ages ago. What What the hell? Children is such a relative term. Do we Do we even know how old they were? And Yoda's like, yes, yes we do. <laughs> we have records. We know, we, we had to go to their families, Anakin. We had to tell them what happened. Why'd you this do it? This was a PR disaster. <laughs> no young man has whole, ever died in that room before. Thing. You know, but... And then Vader's like, Vader's like, so, I'm guessing no one told you they attacked first? And Yoda's like, oh, you wouldn't dare. And he's like, I mean, that's what happened. I'm just saying, defending myself. I didn't kill anyone on purpose. I just, it was self-defense. Can you prove otherwise? And fucking Luke's just listening to all of this awkwardly. Who you gonna believe? Your dad or a goblin person? <laughs> wow. And then Luke teams up with Vader to kill Yoda. I mean, I morally he was in the right, but like, what a prick, right? Huh? Obi-Wan's watching all of it like, Jesus. Can't believe this. This is how it all goes down? Like, really? Oh no 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 no! Goblin man, take me by the hand. 
lead me through the Jedi Council. Do you Take think this me... game legitimately scared, like, kids? What? Do you think this game really did scare kids? Maybe. Some spooky huh. elements here and there. But I mean, you know, it's not like it's binary. Kids like horror, right? But their version of horror is something that adults are like, oh, yeah, this um... is horror. So I think Luigi's Mansion is probably perfect for that sort of Maybe. thing. I bet this is like an introduction to horror as a genre, you know, for kids. Like, yeah. it's not probably, it's probably not overbearing, but, you know, it's some spooktisms. Ellie Davis in chat says they were scared by it, Rags. How does that make you feel? Oh my. I mean, I can believe it. I can see how we get, especially if you're not used to it. If you're not used to this sort of aesthetic and this tone... Vader can claim it was a trolley problem, so he didn't actually make a choice. <laughs> Yoda's gonna be like, dude! Oh, yeah. um, My best friend just said that the fat ghost that spews fireballs scares them in Luigi's Mansion. Oh, he's, yeah, I know him. I don't think we'll be able to see him before tonight's over. Maybe. He's in the second floor, I think? No, wait. He is in the lower floor. He's in that long man room. Um. <coughs> uh, in KOTOR 2, an enemy using three floating lightsabers. Oh, alright. Yeah, that's a thing in KOTOR. Neato. Looking for me, Boother. Boother is not a good name. Um, on Sargon's stream, Academic Agent compared Alderaan to the trolley problem. Given the size of the galaxy, Alderaan is equivalent to killing 78 people to save the entire UK population. No! No. You can't make that argument. Stop. You can't say that they had to kill Alderaan to save the world. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Where do you get this from? They did it entirely really to scare people. Video. The only reason they did it. terrible. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, people oh say the video's a meme, but it's just like, what kind of... What? <laughs> no, what? No, no! You can't have that. It's fucking wrong. That's wrong, it's guys. fucking raw! Where's the lamb sauce? Um, he skipped it. Oh my god, that inbred mongoloid 90-chromosome disnoid sack of she it Oh my goodness. Jesus. Wow. Zach Gilbert running in with a full KO. I give this com video one Camino Saber Dart out of ten, because any more than one is overkill. Alright. I don't think people like the Chris Duckman video, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> Dooku is a master duelist. He could fight Float Saber. I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could battle it back against Yoda. That's probably true. Thinking quickly, the Phantom Menace soldier throws a Molotov at the tank. Objectively shit design causes it to catch on fire. The screams of the Disnoids being burned alive can be heard from the outside. So the soy tank is just really poorly designed, so that's how we can explain that they have tanks. I'm following, I see. Also, I'm not actually sure what I'm supposed to do next. I've completely forgotten to did. Oh wait, I know. There are other ghosts to get. Game in the baby's horror. room. We gotta go back to the baby and kill the ghost that's now nesting in there. Wow, that's metal. Yeah. 
Mel's not even here too, so how do you even explain that? Uh, love you guys. Hope you're well. Sans is in Smash. Hi, Mubshly. Kidney Stone Free here. Spinning Crane Kick J. Spinning Crane Kick J. I get it. Also, happy to hear it. Kidney Stones are a penis. But in a bad way. Mm, this horrible cries of the boo he is now defeated. His hilariosity reviews aren't much better. Oh. What, a, what does that mean? Hilariosity. Is that like films um, that are really bad? Yeah, uh, he basically just makes all like a long, or well, I wouldn't call it a long review. Is it longer than 20 minutes? Yeah, usually. Like, basically just got a, uh, a really, really made. Sorry? What would you say? Yeah, I said so, like he he did a hilariosity for the room. He did a hilariosity ah, okay. for the Wicker Man. Hilariosity, uh, much to his credit, I will say, for uh, Dragon Ball Evolution, which is a, a dumpster fire. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about that. But um, yeah, they're they're, they're more entertaining. I, I find all they're a step up from his regular videos. I'll say that much. Hmm. What would Yoda's stripper stage name be? Um, uh, how about Boulder Holder? Why is that specific to Yoda at all? Because he... he holds boulders with the Force. I mean, they're not really boulders; they were just they're pieces of rock. Because he's tiny. Doesn't a boulder have to be like a little more spherical than just a rock? I don't know. I feel like it has to. I feel like they're the rules. Fine. Uh. I don't know. How about the Jolly Green Giant? What? <laughs> <laughs> and every time someone walks in, he's like, you want to know why they call me that? Want to know why the Jolly Green Giant they call me, do you? Uh... <laughs> All you hear is just the plap. <laughs> the plap? <laughs> Thing hitting the floor. <laughs> Ugh. The soldier guns down any Disnoid that tries to escape the burning metal husk. He mustn't allow any escape lest they infect other fandoms. Content with his victory, he returns to his slumber. It's a very violent story. But I mean, can we really complain about the destruction of soy tanks? I feel like they're a, they're an abomination. What would be this what would the stats be on a soy tank? Like, will self-detonate after a certain amount of time. Um, yo, Mola, I'm working on a meme. What are all the ways I can get it to you? So, first and best would probably be Discord, uh, because once you send it in and get a mod's attention, it goes into the memes section, and I'm able to easily see them all in a big line, essentially. Um, the subreddit, that's probably the next best place. I may catch it there. I don't catch everything there, though. And then the third best is Twitter, where... It's, I'd say, less likely that I'll catch it there than it is likely, but it's still possible. And I don't really know of any other ways that really consistently work. Um, the best part, and he skipped it. Oh, the war part between the robots? Killing the younglings? No. Oh, that's the next movie. That's the next movie. Can't do it. Yeah, I hear people say best part, and I just assume it's Anakin killing younglings. 
Not Everyone wants to talk about the time. best part. No one wants to talk about their favorite part. Hmm. Um. What if they castrate younglings? Would that help? No. I, I feel like that would not help I, things. I feel like that would be a PR disaster and health issues. As if they need any more PR disasters, too. Imagine how bitter they would grow up to be. Oh, yes. What to me? Like, what do you mean not everyone's like that? What? And then, like, Kiadi Mundi race, because it's getting extinct, he gets to keep his, and they're all like, wow. He doesn't get. He doesn't just get to keep his. Just to use it. He. he no, 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 no. He, he doesn't just get to keep his. He gets all of the other ones. Why? It is, wait, what? Why? What? No. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird, like, dude. Yeah, that's real weird. Power level bigger Again, bigger. PR disaster. When that gets out, local Mundi man has all of the peens. Like that's not gonna. Local Mundi man. That's gonna look bad on the paper. This job, of the... I guess, never mind. You know, slug reproduction is very different from human. I don't. I I assume we all so, knew this. I, I don't know the details, but I just assume. It. As if we believe you don't know the details of slug reproduction. I legitimately have no clue. Alright. Does anyone believe that? Nobody I know knows. how worms do it, because the best of the worst. I've forgotten. How do worms do it? Huh? Oh, they just like a, a, a big, squishy, squirmy, dirty fuck pile. Oh. I mean, if that gets Love the me. job done, I can't judge. Um, Talking about worm poop that might sound rude, but worm poop is important plant food. Raw for EFAP 100. It'll be great for our PR. I don't actually think he turns up much here anymore. It's very selective. I think when we talk about Joker, he turns up. That man likes his Joker. Or sexy. Marking the reading of Super Chatisms for 88. Yes, we are reading those out. Um, I throth the pity at thee, Theo. Pity you've had. Thank you. Theo, you've had pity thrown at you. I don't know. How do you react? Thank you. All right. Thanks for your pity. I, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's kind of them. You have pity now. You can use that later. Put it in your um, yeah. pouch. You can pull it out against the boss later. Is that like Madman's knowledge? And yes. Even though it's mostly detrimental to you, Madman's knowledge, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. Well, yes, but also no. You can use it to buy stuff. Oh yeah. Outside of that part, I just meant on you when walking around with. Uh... Yeah. Is it? Uh, it's Madman's knowledge, and it turns into insight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, video games! How weird you are. They're great. Yeah, sure. pretty cool. Everyone gangster till the roof starts speaking Korean. What? Okay. Custom Robo, best GC game ever. Really? I that. Is it? No, it wasn't. Is it better than all the ones I've played so far? I don't think so. I remember some of the options just being like flat out broken. Or like exploitable, or they're just too so good, so effective. I, uh, where are we? EFAP 100, we need another round of Nazi or Movie Bob. I feel like that's a well that's been drained, you know? I don't think that we'll be able to do that all over again. It also took fucking ages, because he's just got mm. so many goddamn quotes. 
That's gonna be one of those, you refer back to that EFAB if you want to ever see those tisms, you know? Um... Just wanted to say, Rags had a bad take on us orcs in the last EFAP. We orcs aren't all that bad. <laughs> Hashtag orcs rise up. Hashtag orcs rise up. You're welcome to rise up. Nobody's gonna stop you. Uh, thoughts without content are empty. Also, hi Rags. Hello. If they did the last battle on a planet like Kamino and they were underwater, at least they can't find up thing would make some sense because it's pretty easy to lose direction in deep water. Oh, but he I, just I, bubbles. I still wouldn't like that at all. I just, I just don't. Can we not? Why do we have to do this? <laughs> Why is this? You know? No, because you still have like ears and a nose and stuff, and you you have organs that will allow you to tell which way's which way gravity's pulling. Why do we have to? Why are we locking ourselves right? into this anyway? Stupid. The, like, there's no way. It, once you see any bubbles or anything, they'll the bubbles are gonna go up. It's really dark, Rags, okay? Everything's really dark. Oh. <sighs> General, General Pride has to pull out his mobile phone and turn on the torch, and then he has to blow bubbles outside. It's a really intense scene. Um, thoughts without content are empty. Also, hi, Rags. Hello. I think I read that one already. I think I, my brain's a bit melty again. Uh-oh. I've been up for- how long are we going? Ooh, we're up to 10 hours? Seriously? Yeah. Oh. Wow, time travels faster than you realize sometimes. Um, Alright, in that case I'm gonna try and get these- the Super Chats for this episode done. We're getting close-ish. Uh, and uh, we will- we will catch up with the rest probably in the following week. I'ma ram those 32 missiles up Stuckman's ass. I think he's talking about the Hailfire droids missiles. That would be my theory. When will Elon Musk be on EFAP? Um, Rags, how are we looking on that front? Let's say that one more time. Elon Musk, uh, he's coming on EFAP anytime on soon? On EFAP? Yeah. Um, no plans for it, but we're definitely not gonna say no if he ever comes and contacts us, wants to talk about movies, Star Wars, Marvel, I feel like cinema, he'd, have, he'd have something to say about stuff. Star Wars, wouldn't he? I, I do, yeah. I think Elon could have some pretty interesting opinions and all this stuff. So, yeah, if anyone wants to let Elon Musk know to come onto the EFAP podcast, I would love to pick this man's brain. He's probably sick about talking about, just sick of talking about uh, stock space. market, uh, yeah. electric cars, uh, space. He probably just wants to talk about some cool shit like movies. I think so. So, yeah, Elon Musk, 2020. Like Let's make it happen. God. No politics, no technology. We can just talk about movies and stuff. Good old goddamn good-fashioned movies. About six months ago, I was watching one of Fringy's streams, and he said, Cosmo isn't that bad, his video's pretty good, I would like to apologize for my error. That does not sound like Fringy. I don't believe you for a second. Um, I recently watched 12 Angry Men, both 57... Oh, hang on. There we go. Both 57 and 97 for the first time. They are both so boner-inducing, I ruined my pants like Rags ruined Grandma. Hi. Hello. Hello, and yeah, I'm glad that we're all very aware that that event took place, and that, you know, we're, we're appreciating its significance. Um, also, Cosmo is the video game donkey of movie reviews. Take that how you will. I feel like Donkey's better, but maybe I'm wrong. 
Um, I've if voted into office, I, Jeb, am thrilled to announce that hate mongering verbal terrorist of the toxic brood will be my vice president. Please clap. Wow, no one claps. Oh, there, there we go. Yeah. We got, we got some yeah, clapping. There we go. Sorry, what was that? The uh, the person's name? Oh, John Ellis Bush Bush. Oh, I thought it was uh, hate monk. The rest of the toxic. I'm afraid I can't push to talk clap. So. Yeah, you can. You can do one hand claps like that. Hear that? One hand clap. Mm, nah. Wow. Your power levels, Theo, they disappoint me. Master Theo, you disappoint me. Aww. Um, when are you hacks gonna finish the EFAP villain rankings? You did the memes and then stopped. You never went back to finish it. Been waiting months. Yeah, we never started the villain rankings. As far as I know, we only did the meme rankings because it took fucking ages to do the meme rankings for some reason. Unless you mean, do, are we gonna finish the meme rankings? Because we got new villains, I guess? Ah, fucking, oh, it's too hard to keep track of. What I think we could do is maybe have, like, a villain tournament where you put, like, brackets and then you randomize all the names of all the people we've covered and then they all fight and we decide who would win. But we'd have to figure out what the rules are for that because I don't know, like, their badness? What do you think? If it, Yeah, if it was randomized, it'd be, like, no point. I'd want it to be... Wait, what do you mean? Like, Why? I want, I want, like, who would randomly win? No, so... Randomize the names to all be generated yeah. into a tournament bracket system, right? So, oh, okay. You end yeah, up with like um, Movie Bob versus Quinton and Jay versus I don't know Captain Midnight. We'd have to come up with different challenges for each pair, maybe, and maybe the challenges could be randomized, and we'd have to see which villain would do better in the challenge. But they'd be silly little. I don't know if that would be unsatisfying if someone was to win via luck there, though, right? Um. Like if you had, we could, um, yeah, we could. We'd have to come up with something. I figure I'm it would just sure be like, honestly, badness is probably the way to go. But then I feel like we could probably people probably be able to figure out who's going to win pretty quickly. Yeah, um, I would like for there to be some other aspect to it in some way. Oh, I mean, we can some ask chat of... if they have any ideas. One has to kill the other. Jeez, <laughs> deathmatch. <laughs> One must eat the other. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Booby Bob, no. No. He sees Jay. That's a fairly small amount of food. <laughs> like, no. One quarter portion. Uh, shopping carts that look like cars are the best. Alright. Uh, messed up my first super chat, so here's another. Also, love you guys. Also, also, hi, Rags. Also, also, Hello. also, Rags, quit being useless and make more videos. Oh, don't worry, big one's on the way. It'll be my best one yet. In oh. fact, I actually talked to a guy yesterday to see if I could use his music in my, uh, uh some of his tunes in my, uh, That video, sounds so. shit. We, we, it's happening. Mueller, go over in detail all of your feelings when watching the end of Tabula Rasa, specifically when Goodbye to You plays. Hit me right in the feels. I can't explain stuff like that. It's filled with spoilers. That's one of the best episodes of that season, and that season doesn't have bad episodes, so it says a lot. But, uh, yeah, it's fucking great. And, uh, everything, everything falls apart. There's also an episode in that season called Entropy, which is pretty suitable, considering everything that goes on. But... What? Yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, just I was going to say, but uh, I'm glad that means you're probably enjoying it. If you're watching it because I recommended it, that would be good. But if you're watching it anyway because you already liked it in the first place, then that works too. Um, what if we had the um, what the um, the contest for all of the EFAT villains? What if it was like a dating contest? Like a match, like a, a matchmaking game, or something, or, or like a, the Bachelor, or something like that. How did, how did, how does it work? I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I didn't realize that was the the water one. I should always go with the opposite of what I think it is. Where is my Batwoman episode? Give me it. Jay Longboat is ahead of you, Longman. I'm surprised she hasn't uh, finished them up yet. But uh, yeah, I believe this. Listen, guys. Okay, listen. Let's let's say there's even ten to come. I don't actually know how many there are to come, but let's just say for a second that there are ten. Batwoman season two is not going to start for so long that like you guys are going to be dry on Batwoman content for a very long time. So take the delay as a plus. All right, it's a plus. I swear. You, you'll eventually get them, and you'll be happier for it. You'll be fappier for it. But uh, the, the the genuine thing is the, the editor is on his way. He's, he's getting there. And uh, we'll... Um, they're going to be good. I swear to God. we still got three to record, so we'll be getting there too. But um, I will be very sad if we don't get any more Batwoman, because that show is great in its own way. I would... I'd cry. I would cry like if they stopped making Batwoman. That's homophobic. They they confirmed like we're definitely getting a season two. I'm pretty sure. So it's just not gonna have Ruby Rose in it. But you know, you take your wins and your losses as you get them. Did you know that when you eat up a bunch of music sheets, that is the weakness for a music ghost? Did, did you? Well, you they're watching that? you destroy art. So of course that would weaken them. They'd be terrified that you Damn decided it. to yet another video game where i'm art. destroying art this this, this is something that's going why on you here. picked this because of this part it's you true. wanted to destroy art rag stop revealing my true intentions that's what you, you brought it up first um how come you put certain stream archives on moolah and other archives in Watto's junkyard so what is Junkyard's exclusive, like, random gaming streams, or random streams where I'm just talking to somebody, while the Moolah ones are usually always going to be more media-related, I guess, and much more purpose, and anything that's def definitively EFAP-related. So, like, it's all EFAP outside of... Uh, what have we got so far? It's, like, the conversations about the Game of Thrones episodes, so, like, they feel a little bit more special than a random gaming stream, so they ended up on there. And then there's the EU episodes, which were essentially just really good times had by EFAP crew in a non-EFAP setting that may not be related to a specific, you know, media thing. Could be like a debate or whatever else. It's not a perfect system, but I think it makes sense. I think I think there's some sense there. What do you guys think? Think sense? Yeah? Yeah, okay. I think the system is broken. I think it makes sense. Thank God. You guys looking forward to Cyberpunk 2077? Sure. I'll I'll check it out if everyone says it's great. I still probably won't even then because I'm weird with games these days. I'm cautiously interested. 
your optiously caustimistic. Yeah. Um, also, tall man, stay tall and hello, ragadocio ragu, you sassy doggo. Oh, hello to you too. Mm. The Nice Jedi trailer. It's on YouTube. It's like two minutes long. You'll love it. Go check it out. Also, Privyet Rags. Hello, Privyet to you. Pineapple pizza or pea peanut butter mayo and banana sandwich? Oh. I think I'm going with the pizza on that one. Peanut butter mayo and banana. Mm, the sandwich would be over quicker, but then the pizza's probably pretty salvageable even with the pineapple, right? Yeah. Because I do not like... I just... I think that the pineapple pizza sounds less revolting. There you go, fellas. There you go. Um, who's a good boy? I, I am. That's me. That's, that's me. I am. I am. I'm a good boy. That is me. Uh, also, EFAP gaming trouble in tier or wrist town when? Trouble in... Oh, that'd be a great game to play. We should play Trouble in Terrace Town. But they said Tia or Wrist. Oh, fuck, I'm so retarded. Of course they're not allowed to write terrorist. Of course. This is modern YouTube. You can't <laughs> write the word terrorist. Lol, Tia or Wrist. Tia or Wrist. I was trying to figure that out. I was like, and, is there a... And I can. A tear and Wrist, Tia and Wrist. It's so very confusing. Right, because um, I'm regretting being a doggo. No, I'm not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he is. My humble opinion, you know, just saying. Uh, fucking boo! Doing. Rags ruined grandma, Mola murdered grandma. Oh no. Grandma's just not having a good day. Stay here, boo. Don't you dare. Uh, when you hear how the fandom, Phantom Menace debate went, and then it's all been in vain, the fellowship has failed. Um. That's that's not an optimistic outlook. That's what I'll say about that. I feel like the prequel arc, you know, is reflective of the prequels. Everyone says Phantom Menace is the worst one, right? Right? Or it's that or Attack of the Clones. Out of the prequels, anyway. That means that this one is the best of the prequel arc so far. Does everyone agree on that? I think so. Sure. The thing is, yeah. you yeah, had to uh... deal with Cosmonaut in the second one, which was really tough. That was like the romance in... Attack the clones for a lot of people, you know. <laughs> Cosmonaut. They were like, yeah, there's stuff Cosmonaut I like about the is second. The Attack of the Clones romance of YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, the, the second prequel E5 was cool and everything. There's lots of things to like, but goddamn, the, the, the Cosmonaut romance. Like, oof. You've entered tired rag state. Dude, I've been, I've been tired for quite a while. As have I had to get up at 6 30 this morning and deal with shit. Um,. And so I've, I'm going on 12. Yeah, I'm looking at what's it's it's 11 o'clock for me right now. I've been going a while. Been going a while. Going a while. Been going about. I don't um, know how many hours that is. Like 15, 16 hours. I ain't saying I'm gay, but I'd slam bang rags pretty human. Damn, oh, mm. you looking alright? Um. Hey, stop it, spooky ghosts. No. Dude, do you, like, I know this is going to sound pretty bigoted, but don't you hate waiter ghosts? Oh, I thought you were The ones that deliver food um, to Chunkus ghosts. Oh, this is the Chunkus guy, river? by the way. Oh, I feel like this guy is... 
I feel like these waiters are just enabling him. I do too. I but I'm pretty sure this is the one that they were talking hard. about. He check out, check out. He's about to do the thing. He's doing it. Here he goes. Oh my god. Rags, this terrified somebody when they were younger. I uh oh, I can see why. Uh, that's yeah, that's like Jabba the Hutt ghost. Jabba the Hutt firing fireballs. Could you imagine? <laughs> okay, those seem easy to dodge though. They really are. I feel like it's almost the pain it must inflict on him to belch up fireballs. <laughs> That's how oh, you beat him. Didn't... He gets tired of doing this. Oh my god, that's fat shaming. <laughs> <laughs> Unironically, yes. He's oh, like, oh my Jesus, I can't do this no more. Wait, can't you just go back and... What's the strategy here? Well, I gotta do the exact same thing I just did now again. It's a weird... Weird system. Um... Those reviews were my username. Thank you for enduring those today. I hope you all stay well and have a splendid Sunday. Oh, his his username is insult to the human race. I follow. Oh, well, there you go. Morley, you're bi now. Okay, alright, fine, I'm bi. Morley, you're not ungay. I am not ungay. That means I am gay? Alright, following. He's bi He's now? He's, He's bi now. now. This ghost just wants one more quarter portion. <laughs> just one. Mola, you're an, ase an asexual now. Hey, look, that's where we're at. Remember when I read that out? That's where we're actually at now. Mola, you're now the sexual. Mola, you're gay again. Why? Why must you play with this? I can't. It can't stay consistent whatsoever. Rags, what's the best Star Trek show and why is it Deep Space Nine? Also, watch Star Trek, Mola. It hasn't been quite ruined as hard as Star Wars. Probably true. I never watched Deep Space Nine. That wasn't one that I really give a lot of look. I'm most familiar with the original series in uh, TNG. TNG mostly, and some Voyager, but mostly TNG. Riddle Dead. Mm hmm. Give me that. Give me, give me that. Give me that ghost. Greetings, Long Moop. Hello. Thanks to you, I started watching Buffy and I love it. I'm on season three right now and I decided to watch all of season one and two to truly appreciate how good you say it gets later. Also, hi, Rugs. Hello. Yet another victim in the Moolah Buffy pantheon. <laughs> it is kind of uncanny now how many people are super chat about that. Dragon it encourages more. Like people are like, what is this shit? I gotta know what this is what's going on here. I gotta see this goofy I show. Imagine it does, yeah. Yeah. And then they watch season one, they're like, Jesus Christ. It was all a lie. A disgusting lie. Come back, boo. Boo. Boo, you bastard. You son of a bitch. Got him. Uh Bell of Lost Souls says Empire was right. Um, Empire was right about what? They might have been right about something. You know, some of the some of their policies may have been alright. Who knows? Man, they could have explored that in Mandalorian. They could have explored being good in Mandalorian. Oh! EFAP gaming of hit and run, make it happen with rags. That game isn't co-op. It's, there's that there's that weird racing game that in it, but that's not very good. Like as much as that's co-op, it's kind of poop. 
I remember um one of one of my like birthday parties we were like playing Mario Party for a while because that's just a great multiplayer game. And then I was like, oh, Hit and Run has like a fucking multiplayerism thing sort of in it. Like we swapped to it, we played it once, and then we were like, okay, back to Mario Party. Like right now, please. <laughs> it's not even fucking close. Die, Icicleman. So uh, this is how complicated the game gets, right? We're dealing with the rock, paper, scissors of elements. You got water, fire, and ice. What? What wait, do you wait, think wait, wait. beats what? Wait, wait. Water, fire, water, and ice. Mm-hmm. You'd think there'd be water, fire, ice, and the equivalent of ice for fire, like or something, or like rock or wind or something. You see, uh, fire beats ice, but is beaten by beats water. Ice, ice beats water, but is beaten by fire, and water beats fire, but is beaten by ice. So water beats fire, fire beats ice. How does ice beat water? Because it freezes it and turns it into more ice. No. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Rags, I, the... I'm a scientist. I, I know this. I have the done the science. Both of them. You know who the real winner is? Fucking... Oxygen. Oxygen beats water them all. turns ice into water, and water turns flames into not being there. See, this is... this is You can just nick, you nitpick Nintendo I know, games. I'm a nitpicker. I know I'm a... Nintendo isn't thicker. about this, right? It's about the fun. How did it make you you're not, feel? You're not supposed to How think did it make you it. feel? Tell me. I wonder if the food in this mansion killed anybody. That's why all the ghosts are here. Someone left a fucking lobster in the fridge for too long. That's <laughs> ironically, this this place is cursed. Like the amount of people who died horribly here that have unfinished business. So they're lazy and dead. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool, sucking the tablecloth off. That was probably really nifty back in... Um, like, oh yeah, dude, there's loads about this game that's just today, really that cool. Really pushing the... How envelope. does it make you feel? Do you reckon that's what he says after a, like, a bad orgasm? Oh, how did that make you feel? No, they, they like complain, he goes, but how did it make you feel? Like, really I bad. <laughs> Unsatisfactorily, I, I guess. Um, he's on move. Claims not to be a sex weirdo, yet has rags. Yeah, I'm a sex weirdo. Being in proximity to a sex weirdo does not make you a sex weirdo, okay? It's like, I like to lick the booty. Um, oh wait, did Theo... Has Theo answered the Halloween Christmas question? I remember. I don't think I have, have I? Well, there you go, answer it. <laughs> uh, fuck. It's too early in the morning for the shit. Uh... Tentative Christmas, I guess? Dun, 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 dun. That's another one for Christmas. Team Crimbo. They're building their numbers. They will attack soon, I'm sure of it. Mm. Well, uh, Halloween Simpsons is the horrible. Now, Christmas Chad Dads is amazing. There you go. That's the, that's the truth right there. Um, 
Alright, Jar Jar if voiced by David Hater. Why do you want him voiced by David Hater? Even I think you should watch Hardcore Henry, and I'm the Hailfire droid as perfect guy. <laughs> That's the way we identify people now. <laughs> oh god, it's this angry doggo. Don't eat me. I forgot how to do this. I gotta I gotta get a bone, I think. Where is bone? Give. Give. Give bone. Uh, Alright. Mr. Bone. Oh, there we go. Don't touch me, doggo. Alright. Now the bone. Hey, Rags, would you say a dog is at their most vulnerable when chewing on a bone? No, probably when they're, like, sleeping. Yeah, I think you can make the argument, for sure. I just murdered a dog ghost. How does that make you feel? Well, he's already dead. You're saying I put him to rest. Is this a good thing? He went to his his forever sleep? Yes. Instead of his undead sleep, which... I don't know what you're supposed to make of that, you know? Um... Have you seen Drawn Together or Wonder Chosen? Drawn Together sounds familiar. Drawn Together does sound familiar, but I haven't seen it. Um... It's Not Wonder Chosen, though. I don't know about that one. Punished Jar Jar Colonel. Misa trying to sneak past the guards, but Misa dummy thick and clapper Misa's butt cheeks are alerting them. I think I found out where we're at in the Super Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully hey. that means we're... Hey, has anyone seen Mike Roch lately? <laughs> Mike Roch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael. Now there's a four-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith that people are asking Lucas to release. Would be nice to have a three-hour cut of T2 with more future war. T2's perfect, though. Leave Don't T2 alone. T2. Maybe the prequels would Stay improve if we released the bonus footage. Who knows? No. Meow. Stay away. No. No. Don't do it. Hey Theo, good to see you back on EFAP again. Uh, good to be back. It was fun. Hmm. Thank uh, you. I show up late and Mauler is playing H&R. Yee! Well, I'm currently playing Luigi's Mansion, so I'm sorry about that. Um. Oh, jeez. There's skeleton everywhere. Skellingtons. What happened to these dudes, then? They, like... Became skeletons and then they died. Don't want to explain this to me. You dooted your last two. Stop that. Yeah. How come? I bet these guys are upset. Like they don't. We don't get to be in the house for eternity. We gotta be uh, out here in the graveyard. There ain't nothing to do out here. No, I'm gonna like say it. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. There you go. I said it. They gotta have a piano. They got a baby. Wait, forget I said that. This was a while ago now, but why did Sitch say that Darth Maul should have turned his back on a Jedi Master with a lightsaber? That would be suicide. Oh, I think when he... Was he referring to when he should have ignored Qui-Gon and gone for the ship? I think was what Sitch was saying. Either way, yeah, I mean, if... if 
if that's what the reference was, then yeah, I, I, I think it makes more sense that Darth Maul went for Qui-Gon first. I show up late, and Maul is now playing... I th oh, wait, I read that one. My bad. Rain melting. Hey, Maul, I had something I wanted to say, but I kept missing the live streams for so long that I forgot what it was. So just hello, I guess. Hello! Uh, watch Trigun if you want to see a hero that doesn't put that doesn't kill put to the test. I think it's oh a hero that doesn't kill put to the test. Commas guys, Gosh, super useful. Stampede. Um, it's a good anime. Well, I mean, if it's a good anime, huh? I've found a lot of people seem to claim animes are good, and it's all over the spectrum. Have you noticed this, Theo? Because I have noticed this. I have also noticed this. I can pretty good. Ew, I covered him in goop slime. What up, my orcs and high rags? Hello. Um. What? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hi. I, I just had like it was weird blank for a moment. Are I thought you were going to answer a question, but I was like, I didn't ask one. <laughs> what? Where are we going? Alright, anyway. Uh. Uh, Rags, go back and play Mass Effect 3, but before the final mission, play the Citadel DLC. It's the ending everyone wanted. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Well, how about that? Where is Purpleman? Gimme. Oh, there he is. Oh. Um. What are you guys' thoughts on first time experience versus replay value? Which is more important? Um. Or, which. Which is more important? Yeah, first time experience or replay value. I really feel like that's pretty much entirely down to the genre. It depends uh, on the experience being presented to me. Yeah, if it's... Some games are really incredible for, like, a first time... Like, Soma, the second time you play it through is not going to have nearly as much impact, probably, because it's so story and narrative-focused. Mm -hmm. um, but some games, like... Um, you know, Mord Howe and Call of Duty and Battlefield and multiplayer games like that, you want to replay, 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 replay. And yeah, it just it depends. There's, there's too many variables there. Yeah, it's really hard to call on that one. Um, hey, Ragu. Hey. I have experience in firearms, but handguns have always felt awkward to me. Rifles are much more comfortable to shoot. What is your favorite type right of firearm? Uh, rifles. Believe rifles are much better to shoot. They're easier to shoot them well. Uh, generally more satisfying. It's a lot of time, often cooler. Normally more stuff you could do with them. Um, they are easier shooting. I totally agree. Well, there we have it. Um, best swords to buy on the market? Question mark. I Shad recommended me Albion as the company to make swords, and I bought a land graph from them, and I'm very pleased with it so far. So it was expensive, but how many it orcs is have nice. you killed? Orcs, I am. Uh. Not gonna go public about that. It makes sense. No, yeah, I can keep it to myself. It's like the uh, Tuscan Raiders. But you will admit you killed the women and the children. Just not how many. 
That's a yes. Goths to bail to work. Yeah. Mola, you're an inverse sextism. Hi, Rags. Goodbye, Grandma. Hmm. Hello, Rags. Goodbye, Grandma. Yeah, that's how it goes. Mola, you said in EFAP 87, Splinter is your favorite TMNT character. So as a follow-up, which version do you prefer? Human-turned-rat or mutated-rat? Um... I feel like human turned rat is more tragic, so I'll pick mutated rat for the sake of the rat. At least it gets to talk. You know, if it's painfully mutated, you know, that sucks, but at least, you know, you got some upgrades. While the human rat And for oof. one of them it's like you know there's a you know there's a human in there, you know? But with the rat, it's just this it's just a rat it's a rat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It got bigger. It wasn't a human. It did get bigger, that's true. Clone Wars actually enhances Anakin's character by focusing on his attachment with Ahsoka. Theo is wrong about the Clone Wars as well. I never claimed to know anything, just that I know people whose opinions I trust who know stuff, and have seen it, and they tell me the opposite. Hmm. Rags, can you recommend me a good gaming monitor? Um, I talked about this a little bit in the catch-up stream, but... <laughs> catch-up. Yeah. Uh, but I would. It depends on what you're doing, uh, how powerful your computer is. Uh, general rules, though, because you haven't provided me any real specifics, so I don't want to get specific with my answer. Um, highly, highly recommend G-Sync. Highly recommend G-Sync. Um, wouldn't recommend going larger than 27 inches. That's me, though. It's my preference. I think once you get past 27, it's just it's difficult to keep track of what's going on because there's so much space um, and if you have to choose between um, re if you go too big but you can't have the resolution to support it then the image will look blurry um, for instance if I play a 1080p game on my 27 inch monitor it will look blurry because um, you know, it gets stretched out a bit um, I would uh, make sure you have your maximum refresh rate actually enabled on the monitor settings. Yes. Um, and what else would I recommend? I guess um, don't, I would say don't worry too much in terms of like the panel type and how the colors will be. Your eyes will adjust to anything. Um if the differences are small, certainly. I mean, barring the extremes. But generally, I prefer bigger frame rates over, um, you know, better graphics, generally. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Those are my general, general thoughts on it, I suppose. Are you all? Yeah. Y'all have been helping me through some real tough times. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And high rags. Oh, um, hello, and uh, glad we can help, you know? Absolutely. Good to hear. Um, hope you're doing uh, better. Mola, what are your thoughts on Civil War and Endgame? Uh, I love both, but one, Endgame, is not good film objectively. Uh, agreed, Endgame is a disaster, to be honest with you. Not a lot of it makes any sense at all. Civil War, on the other hand, is excellent. And my... Favorite comic book movie. That is the that is the hot take, uh, because the correct answers people usually go with are The Dark Knight, 
uh, Logan. What are the other ones, guys? Help me out. Um, Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that'd be another one. Infinity War. I think so, yeah. Some people pick Iron Man, I think. <laughs> yeah, some people would. Um, for, say, superhero movies. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I was going to say comic book, but I mean, superhero kind of just comic in general. Comic book movies, of. yeah, so same thing. Um, um, I never understood the hate for Endgame, to be perfectly honest. Like, I mean, it's got a lot uh, of love. It's just that lots of things don't make any fucking sense, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a, it is a very mixed bag. Um, no, I I'll... mean, like, the, the, the type of... Uh, like, from my, my social circles, people were... I, I told people, I was like, yeah, that was fucking great. Fantastic. I was on my, like, just out of the theater high, though. Uh... And then they see it, and then they were like... What were we talking about? It was boring. It was like, just nothing happened until the final act. I'm like, really? Because, like, I, I thought... Uh, mechanics aside, I thought like characters. I mean, were stuff happened. Well <laughs> yeah, yeah, plenty happened. Yeah. I thought it was uh, more about the characters than actual like aspect of thing. Matter of fact, the the big showdown at the end with the armies clashing that took me. I don't know if that took you by surprise. It took me by surprise. I was just I just thought like the core three Avengers were going to fight Thanos to the, to the death. I was, I was satisfied with that, and then the armies are clashing. With it didn't I mean, surprise me. I thought it was basically obligatory. Yeah, I was expecting there to be a huge team-up payoff, so I was curious how they were going to do it, and when Thanos' ship appeared through the thing, I was like, how the fuck does that make any sense? Okay, I guess we're getting yeah, our it, big army battle now. That, that that raised a massive eyebrow from like, um, just yeah, some of the stuff they were saying about like how it bored them. I was like, I could watch these characters just back with each other for like an hour straight, I wouldn't get bored. They play off each other. From character-wise, it was a it was a great uh, mechanics. I thought they'd be ones I'm talking about. They'd be happy. Story intended. We can't hear like half the words you're saying. Yeah, I think I think oh. it is the sensitivity actually. Like if you just uh... is this better if I like right up to the microphone? Yeah, I think so. No. Yeah, I was just, yeah, just to conclude what I was saying, like I didn't really understand the the the, the vitriolic like, hatred some people were throwing uh, at Endgame. Like, absolutely, it's got problems mechanically in the story. But I was like, character-wise, I thought more people would feel uh, fulfilled as a movie. Um, that's um I guess that would depend on what your favorite character was. Like, they here's the thing: if that movie didn't do Iron Man as good as it did, we, I would be much less in a position to defend it. Yeah, that's true. If you're a Thor um, fan, you're not gonna be too pleased. Yeah, yeah, if you're a big Thor guy, then I could see why you would just hate Endgame. And luckily, I, th I they're having James Gunn do the third Guardians movie, right? Yeah. I think that he could, he could absolutely... Yeah, and and Taika has Thor in Thor Love and Thunder, right? He's going to be in that, so like, we'll have uh, to see where this goes. We don't know yet. Know what's yeah, gonna happen. Gonna, yeah, cross your fingers. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, I didn't like some of the... I didn't like the way they did a lot of stuff. But, but um, I will say that, before I forget, we were talking about superhero movies that people generally point out as the greatest. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would point to Superman uh, 1984. 
first yeah. one? Yeah, it's possible. Uh, it's kind of like a classic. I think it's 1984, isn't it? I mean, chat will, will discover the truth of it soon enough. I, no, it wasn't 80... No, it wasn't 1984. It was, uh, 19... Uh, what? 1978, right? <laughs> 1978, Superman. I'm sorry, I... Yeah. I think it is 1978. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, it's just sort of a... Kind of a classic, you know? I got you. Christopher mm -hmm. Reeve played Superman in that, yeah. When was in... Too played uh, Lex Luthor in that. There's some... There's some cool stuff. I... I need to really watch it from the beginning to end, but I've seen a lot of really nifty clip, and there's there's some good stuff in there. I really like. Yes, he's man. very iconic. Man, very iconic. Iconic. Icon iconic. 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 Mm -hmm. Tonalism. I should. I should put Batman for the Dark Knight play on. I forget. What was that? I I, I I put I put Batman Begins over the Dark Knight. <gasps> That's a hot take. Go for it. Attack people who disagree with you. Do it. I just, I don't know. I just got more of a Batman vibe from it, to be perfectly honest. Uh, like, the, the, the city that gets me with Batman Begins is, uh, not to go too long here, but like, uh, the, the, the city of Gotham in Batman Begins had far more character to what I, I felt. In Batman and Robin, it had a lot of character. Uh, That's true. That's true. It's actually a like, fair point we're making because the city in Dark Knight is just uh, city. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty indistinguishable because that's the thing; it is a real city. While in Batman Begins, it felt like they were really trying to make yes. Gotham its own uh, sort of thing, which they do in uh, even the Joel Schumacher ones and the Tim Burton ones. So there you go, guys. Okay. The Dark Knight, bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where are we? Play this with Jerma for EFAP Gaming as well, please. If you're talking about Simpsons Hit and Run or Luigi's Mansion, is probably at this point. Neither of these are co-op games, okay? Can't be playing with other people. Also, this doesn't really work for EFAP Gaming. EFAP Gaming is supposed to be like games we play with other people, you know? Yeah, like we play the game together. That's the sort of thing. This sort of just became a um. That's why it's super chats and gaming. People, I've had nothing but positive responses from me, people seeing games while this is going on. Some people have said, like, it's finally not boring to watch Super Chats, and I was like, I didn't know that people were watching Super Chats. Like, I figured they just listened to them. Yeah, but, like, that's the sort... This is why it's good to kind of get this sort of thing said, so that we know. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, this the thing. I've been playing these games since I was a super young longman, so... Like, I can play them indefinitely. I honestly think that if I was talking to somebody, I could just play Mario Sunshine on repeat until I turn to dust. I'm not sure why. One of those games. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of good times. Rags ruined EFAP gaming when he gets a grenade. Listen, okay? What? Just because when oh, we play... I remember. I, why would you make F not the flashlight button, but the fire <laughs> grenade button? I can't think of any other game where F is a grenade. Rags, is I, this, I'm sure it may be something. Is this oldest? I am a fighting a grandma, and I have to throw knitting balls at her. This 
Imagine being an old person and you die and your ghost is an old person. <laughs> feel very so like, ripped Wait off. a second. Wait I, a I second. I feel like she's got a worse deal than the skeletons because at least the skeletons aren't like limited. Yeah, they're limber and they're dooting and tooting tootin and out there having a good old but she's time. She's just like, she's just, I'm old and I'm knitting. I want to knit. I'm... Fuck you. Half of my mask, even though I don't have a mask because I'm a ghost, is hair. Ghost hair. I just ruined grandma. Oh, God, you did ruin grandma. You sucked grandma into your <laughs> little backpack. Into my chute. Uh, where am I going? Okay. Uh, hope nobody's precincts get overrun and burned tonight. Fucking, I yeah. Not, I don't want places burned. Uh, EFAP movies, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I, I don't know. So there's some movies where I just, I don't know, you just sort of think about it and you're like, I don't watch Oh, right. They, oh. Like, I don't know if it'll Oh, work. you're ugly and fat. Ugh. <laughs> She's in the shower. She's she's a chungus, and you just spray icy icy shit on her, and she goes. <laughs> what was she doing? That was so wrong. Other than I got to get the fat. ghosts out of here, man. They got to go. How how many of these ghosts do you ask to leave before you forcibly evict them with zero. your zero gun? Wow. Absolute zero. Complete ghostly saturation. Yeah, this one's pretty brutal. You just fucking yank her out. What I will say, though, is every time you clear them, the lights come on. So what does that say? If you if you let the dead go, then the path will become clear. Is that what the game is saying? I don't know, man. It's complicated. It's controversial. This game is very adult. This place is ruled by those who are dead, and the dead keep it. Away, shut. Ooh, that's a game I could play on this Tizmy shit. Is uh, the Lord of the Rings Return of the King? Return of the King, yeah. That game. Okay. Thing, man. We got no limits. GameCube, no limits. Well, GameCube. Nope, no limits. Xbox. No limits. I'd let. Yeah, man. I would absolutely. Um, you know, I, I could play... Yeah, I could do Super Chance and play Resident Evil 4 and forever, I feel like. Yeah. It's just it's just objectively the best Resident Evil, and anyone who says otherwise is just objectively wrong. It needs to be shot... Uh, I mean, sh persuaded otherwise. You need to be sucked with my ghost sucker. Ghost sucked. I need to give you a ghost suck. <laughs> Why not? Okay, now I'm going down. To oh, that door's open now. Sweet. Um, Misa gonna give you the bongo to go through the planet core. <laughs> go through your planet core with Jaja. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds interesting. Uh, Jaja gonna give you the big Gungan penis. See, that one was just blatant. Oh. They, they weren't even trying. It wasn't clever at all. It's just it's just straight up. Just straight up. Just penis. Cock. Remake 1 is better. Look at these. Look at these people in chat suggesting even for a moment that Resident Evil 4 isn't the best Resident Evil. Heretics. That's what I say. Heretics. Non-true believers. Um, uh, the Hailfire droid looks silly. Bad dog rad. Bad sprays water bottle. Oh my god. Hmm. 
What if, what if Rags has an umbrella? What are you going to do then? That's what I thought. Uh, if you had to pick, would you rather look like Jar Jar or talk like Jar Jar? We keep getting asked this. What do we decide on? Look like Jar Jar, right? We All decided right. that we wanted to look like Jar Jar, didn't we? Yeah. Because I concluded that my voice is... Well, I mean... Jar Jar's probably got a big dick. It doesn't ruin our careers, we're sounding like him would. Yeah. Like, you could pretend to be a normal person on the internet, kind of like how some people think I'm a human on the internet, even mm -hmm. though I'm a doggo. The ghosts are squatters in his mansion rags. It's Luigi's right to evict them. I don't agree <laughs> it's his right to evict them. He just should have been nicer about it. I'll be honest, I'm not 100% clear on ghost lore. So. Um... Guys, I'm currently working on an in-depth Star Wars examination. So thanks. Another EFAP I can't listen to for another month. Thanks. Looking forward to it. Oh. Very well. Hope you have fun when you finally get to it. Uh, what's you guys' take on potatoes? Uh, I like potatoes. I like them too. Um, I, ha I actually had some this morning. Had some hash browns this morning. I It's the first time I've gone to a place, because I had to get up at, like... 6.30-ish and do a stuff uh, but beforehand um, uh, took dad to um, Waffle House before we went out and did a bunch of stuff and it was the first time I'd like eaten at a restaurant in ages it felt like it was nice to go out and do something normal mm -hmm. and it was, at a, it was a Waffle House and they had like half of the place was like cordoned off they'd removed half the chairs and stuff so you had to have tables and stuff between you but it was really good, and it was really nice to just do something normal. Just go out and eat somewhere. I'm a big fan of Waffle House. Waffle Houses are... As I, the the just, question was about potatoes, but I'll allow it. Hash browns. I know, but you went into... Just, you're just talking a lot a about Waffle Houses. About, well... All the, right. the people came for potatoes, right? People came for the potatoes, and they got the story about the Waffle House potatoes that were hashing Patatos. around. Oh no, an evil mushroom. Belch. Belich, he said. Belich, he reaped. You reap what you sow. Remember them? Do you remember the Patriots, Ranks? Do you remember them? From Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, I do. Fucking annoying. And then the... The Chungus people, the handymen, they were f really people. fucking annoying. They were. They weren't fun to fight. No, b b Big Daddies were really fun to fight. Those yeah, fuckers were Yeah, you could plan and prepare, and there were different kinds of Big Daddies that did different things. You can use the environment, and you yeah, can use you splicers. You trap them, and you're, you had all of these different plasmids that you could use, and all the different ammo types. Like, you'd, you'd save all your electric buck for the... Um, yeah, you could like nuke them if you had the right thing saved at the right time. Handyman oh, yeah. is annoying you, as hell. And you knew to and you knew to save it because you're like, oh, there could be a big daddy fight, and not all big daddies you needed to fight. A lot of them were just around. I remember being so but... disappointed when you jump onto the handrail when when you're in battles with the handyman and they just electrocute the handrail. It's like, oh, you can just do oh, that. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> oh, I, that seems lazy. It was just really satisfying, like isn't it? 
Yeah, I feel like if you're going to make me fight a handyman, you need to design a level to where I can't handrail away and have that just be a thing they do. Like, rip, electrocute. We don't like Bioshock Infinite in this house, okay, people? Resnew will fall good. Bioshock Infinite back. Years ago. It's a bad video game, that one. It's not good. Yeah, see, when you say it's bad and then you say it's not good, I see that as kind of the same thing. Kind of. Hmm. But I think you guys probably agree. IMO. Maybe. Fucking, I can't tell with the way I'm aiming whether or not I'm actually hitting this poor man. I have to kill you, sir. It's just it's the way it is. Uh, use Hunger Games Simulator with EFAP villains. Is that a thing? Sounds like it could be fun. I, I don't know anything about Hunger Games. I don't Hunger Games Simulator. Hey, did you guys see that Samuel Kim got his channel demonetized? I don't know who that is. Who? Samuel Kim. Uh, let me take a look. Samuel Kim. Yes. 168,000 subscribers. Um, I guess he does. He does music. So he does things like um, the Kraken and Duel of the Fates mashups, uh, Epic main, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender theme, Epic orchestration. That's um, kind of cool, I guess. I'm Plague yeah. Prince of Egypt epic cover. So I guess he does like he does music stuff. Boba Fett theme. Hmm. Yeah, I guess he does music. So I don't. I have no idea why that would be demonetized, but this is modern YouTube, so there doesn't have to be a reason. Nope. Uh, I might have missed the stream, but I'll never miss an opportunity to remind you, Dumbos, to watch Hardcore Henry. Do it. My God. Why can't we watch EFAB Forty Two? So that is the um, the extra credits one. Fun enough. Uh, Theo, you were on that EFAB. Yeah, hey, it was. Uh, it doesn't <gasps> oh. work for some people's mobiles. That's what I've learned. It doesn't work for some people's mobiles. Um, if you're looking to access that particular video on Go a, home. when you have a cursed mobile, uh, yeah, mm, you know what I'll try. You know what I'll make a note. I will link in the descriptionis of that video a link to the unlisted Mola version because apparently that works. How? It fucking hurt. <laughs> I think I dropped something. <laughs> uh, sorry. So yeah, I'll I'll link the Moolah version in the description for the Moolah version, and that'll be the way people can get the easy tism, I guess. Extra. Do you remember that video? It was like it felt like it was like two minutes long, and we drawn it out for like four hours because there was so much wrong with it. It was terrifying. It's like the worst thing ever. In Mula description. Alright. It was unintentionally Orwellian. Loved it. Those pesky Nazis. Where are we? The following day, the Phantom Menisotra continues his journey, exhausted. His only hope for salvation. A flare to signal any friendly Warcraft 
that patrol this godforsaken wasteland. Fortunately for the Phantom Menace soldier, a squadron of cosmic chicken bombers were returning from a mission. One tips its wing to acknowledge that the flare has been seen. Salvation comes for the Phantom Menace soldier sooner than expected. The long-reaching arm of the long man breaking through the clouds, picking him up and pulled him back all the way to friendly lines. Well, that's uh, that's quite the reach I apparently have. Hi, Rags. <laughs> um, have a fantastic night, my N-words. You're all wonderful people. Thank you for hours of entertainment. Please give my love to Wolf if you talk to him. And hi, Rags. Hi. Uh, thank you for the very kind words, and, uh, Will... Thank you for hours of entertainment. I wonder if he's only seen a couple of episodes. Because at that point you gotta start, you gotta start using bigger units, you know? Days, weeks, months, years. And then, like, start to turn into the skeleton creature. You're like... This is the thing, man. We've had a lot of super chats where they say, like, I'm on this episode catching up, and I'm like, one day, that's just gonna be too ridiculous, you know? Like, people will be like, nah. It'll be like one of those soap operas that's been running for 60 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just you just gotta pick a place to start and cut your loss. And, you know, in the new episode, I say, like, hey, little cloud boy. And then they're like, which episode is that from? It's like, just start I mean, from the beginning I mean, and you'll like, know it. Like... I don't want to start from the beginning. Like, this is kind of, you know... You're not a real fan. My god. Wit and Folly's latest video, first 10 seconds. <sighs> Wit and Folly. Folly YouTube. Do do do. Wait, I'll read another one while I'm looking for it. Um, better to have more okay. of T2 than another Dark Fate. No, just leave it. Just, <laughs> leave just it. not have anything. <laughs> just leave it. Don't. Just we could, as long as it remains pure, we could always. We it's always there on that pedestal whenever we need it. Okay. All right, I'm gonna play the first ten seconds through through the thing so you guys can hear it as well. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna play exactly ten. Stop at ten. Okay, it's just music. But it said Ray yeah, versus Mary Sue, and the title is a too perfect female character question mark, and it's got quite a bit of dislikes. I have a video essay on the history of the Mary Sue and why Ray is anything but <laughs> anything but um, anything but. I feel like, like if you're gonna defend it, at least be like, I could see why. I honestly see Dude, why people think that. One but, of the top comments. I mean, here's some little subtle detail. Is they're like, no, she's anything but a Mary Sue. She's like the perfect go-to example. One of the top comments says, "So she's good to see Ray receiving some love," and they've spelt Ray wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, let me guess, R E I. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's an Evangelion character instead. Hmm. Isn't she, like, 14? I don't know. I don't actually watch that. Um, alright, well, I mean, we can always give that a look-see. We might cover it on a future F-up. You never know. Um, boop-boop-boop-boop. Theo, you sound adorable. Talk more. Hi, Molnamags. Molnamags? Hello. 
I think that's a hello to you as well, Rags. I don't know. Moldamags. Alright. Um, to dip my little fly in your ointment regarding Back to the Future 2, the filmmakers went into production on the third while making the second, as even they thought 2 was poop. I mean, does, is that what that means? Or do you have like a quote, or is that actually... Because the idea that you work on the third one while working on the second one doesn't necessarily mean you think the second one's going to be poop, right? Unless yeah. that's what they said, which, actual wow. thing, or if they knew they were going to do it, maybe it would... Well, here... Because so they they shot all of the Lord of the Rings movies like at once. They one big production. They made all of them back to back to back mm-hmm. in like a like a year and a half, like four hundred something days. I think they made the Lord of the Rings, and then they staggered the releases. So I'm not sure. Neither am I. But I mean, if it's like quoted from people on the staff who are like, yeah, man, this is gonna be terrible. Let's start working on the third one. It's like, oh, that doesn't even seem like a good attitude, does it? It's gonna be terrible, let's make another? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like, why don't we work on this one? Oh, humans are weird, I guess. I suppose that they are poopy. Uh, Longman, hypothetically, if you were to slam that ragu and give him your ragu, why do I always want to punch Jay in the face? <laughs> I mean, well... It's uh, punch jitis. It's a disease that many have. You just want a punchment face. No, uh, you gotta get you gotta get the cure. Also, high rags. Hello. Do 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 do. Uh, rags. Can you recommend a gaming monitor for my Commodore sixty four? It has the super CPU, of course. Commodore sixty four. I mean, oh man, on. I don't know. You know all about the monitors. About Come on now. Tech. Oh, monitors. Oh, I would recommend, uh, get a, uh, uh, a Honda XK9, um, uh, Destroy Milady. Destroy Milady? It was a really oddly named television set. That's why it didn't sell well, but they're, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know anything about old monitors. I so I don't know. Maybe the further back you go, the less it matters. Because now there's a huge difference between like frame rates and resolutions and stuff. Maybe that yeah. was the case back then. I don't know. And some of them come with like you know windscreen wipers and speakers and uh, uh, drink dispensers. Like you, you got to make sure you just get the one for you. You know, get the one for you. Yeah. Some of them come with a PC built in. Um, what in the world does this one say? EFAP, EFAP, oh, so like EFAP but with jaws, so like EFAP, 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 Dudley D. <laughs> Why does it end with Dudley D? <laughs> uh, hey Mola, can you watch George Lucas say farewell to the fans and give a quick reaction? It's on YouTube, P.S. Hi Rags. I will try and Hello. check it out and get back to you. Uh, in the next stream, because uh, I'm gonna, tr- I'm trying to get to the end here. We got like seven ish. Hoped you liked my story. Kick J high rags. I mean, hello. Yeah, you described an adventure for sure. The long man rescued the fandom menace soldier from the clutches of the evil soy tank. Um, the band Matchbox Twenty had a single called Bent. Posters for the single featured just the band and the word Bent. I'm guessing you know why this would be funny in the UK, and not America. 
Yes, I very much understand. By the way, Mullet, what is some good UK slang an American might find, may find funny? Um, none that you probably haven't already heard of. Like, I don't... It's like one of my favorites is Wanker, and it's like, you guys all know that one. Hmm. Wanker. Wanker. Um. We don't, so one is, we don't say slag over here. I think that's a... That could be a Britishism, yeah. Yeah. Um, one says slag over here. One that's not very offensive, but calling someone a wally. You know, like, I don't know, I think Americans do that. I think they call people wallies. A wally? Do, Amer do Americans have Muppet? Do they call people you Muppet? Fucking Muppet. Um, not really, no. Um, what about, isn't Heel vs. Babyface? His channel name is, bec uh, is like, a, like a heel is a bad person and Babyface is like a good person. That's, uh, that's, some that's some wrestling terms, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know if that was a British thing because I. Heels I... and Evilman and Babyface is, well, a good man. Mm hmm. Um, Rags, if you had to choose between giving the sex to Amy Schumer, being given the sex by Eric Taxon, or burning down a fully stocked orphanage while taunting them by selling your blood and turning and drinking a glass of rhino milk. My question is, would you, would you hate? What? <laughs> would you? Uh, well, I, regardless of how that super chat ends, um, definitely going with option three. Not even close. That's because, an easy because one. Because when someone gives you a hypothetical, there's always a third option. Oh, wait, oh, there yeah. are three options in this one. <laughs> oh. Well, a uh, fourth option. Uh, did you see John Boyega outing himself as racist on Twitter? Oh, you're talking about the... Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, he's been very upset, naturally, by the by the things that have been going on, and he's been been getting into fights with lots of different people on Twitter, unfortunately. Uh, while I still disagree that you can say someone chose to kill unless they have a choice between killing and not killing, I definitely understand how frustrating it is for people to actually perpetually engage with hypotheticals and analogies. Shit's annoying. I know. <laughs> I completely agree. Um, people don't get what a hypothetical is. It's very frustrating. Well, of course they're the only two options if you say they are. <laughs> yeah, so go on. Um, imagine living in current year and thinking that Padme's reaction is unreasonable. Watch It's a Gundam Tinder video and see how much women are willing to overlook if you're hot enough. George Lucas completely and totally understands women. Still a bad movie. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what? Summer 2022 uh, will be the summer of racism and sexism. Black Panther 2 comes out May 6th and Captain Marvel 2 comes out July 8th. You will be tested, long man. Are you long, man are you long first or man first? Oh, long. I'm long before anything. Is that is that the actual release dates though? Holy fuck, that's gonna be a bim blam of tism tam. You guys won't blame me for assuming that those films are probably not gonna be very good, right? No, that'll be great. That'll be fine. Muller, if you asked Rich Evans if he preferred Halloween or Christmas, you might like his answer. If you recall, there was an episode of Breath, Breath of the Wild, but Best of the Worst, called Merry Kickmas, where Rich is pretending to hang himself with a candy cane. His choice seems obvious. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. I do, it's funny. Um, 
Uh, Mole, are you aware of the Mola Hate channel, Cowardly CE? It's got 15 subscribers, 4 videos, and dozens of views. You've been owned on the internet. Cowardly uh, CE? Oh, well, they're part of my initials, so. Uh, good for them. Don't bring attention to these yeah. people. Yeah, I hope he's having fun. Um, yeah. That is mostly caught up. Wait, um, yeah, so all of Streamlabs is caught up, and today's Super Chats, I believe, are caught up. Because I was about to, um... Four left. <laughs> that was like me cutting you off before you could say you could leave. Alright, uh, fuck you one last Super Chat. Epstein didn't kill himself, and neither should you. Now when you say T2 is perfect, is that the theatrical or the director's cut? I prefer the director's cut. Um, at least I do right now. I could be convinced out of it, maybe. And then, unless you're Movie Bob, a Disnoid, or Jay. Um, oh, that was You Should Kill Yourself if you're one of those? My goodness. Um, Prego and Ragu, states, <gasps> states of a woman's uterus, but also two brands of tomato sauce. Oh. Prego and... Ragu, and those are both the states of a woman's uterus. My goodness. Hmm. How about that? Never thought of it that way. Um. Oh, wit and folly. Joseph Campbell. First ten seconds. Sorry. Oh, it's a different one. God damn it. Wit. Seem random what they said. <laughs> It's just like, I get a noise, I guess. Uh, so, like, their newest video, but in relation to Joseph Campbell, I guess. Let's talk about Joseph Campbell. So, for a while, I struggled with whether or not to make this video. All we can do... <laughs> it opens with them saying, uh... For a while, I struggled on whether or not I should make this video. I'm guessing. <laughs> of course. Goodell. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing. Um. All right. Well. Yeah. That's a good meme, I guess. Um. And that brings us to the end, I believe. Oh my God! It's been ten, eleven hours. Yeah, we're at eleven. Oh boy. My goodness. Thanks, Chris. Me, boys. Look at, look at, look at, look at Benjamin, what are you doing? Fuck, Mary, kill, Famola, Ellen Ripley, Sarah Connor, Buffy Summers. Ugh. Oh, boy. That's... Mary... So, Sarah's a little bit, little bit mentally unstable. Um, as, as she should be. She's had a horrible fucking life. Uh, so... I, I, uh, Ellen Ripley is... Depends on which fucking Ellen Ripley you're talking about, because by the time we get to Ailey Resurrection, she's kind of terrifying. Actually, I might just kill her to be safe. Then probably marry Buffy because she's probably the the smartest choice out of those three. And uh, then process of elimination done, done, done. Where are we with? Read the jaw jaw lines, you massive. Do it, please. <laughs> it's like desperate as fuck with the jaw jaw lines. Um. Somebody on Facebook said that what's going on in Minneapolis is why Killmonger was right. How do I end my suffering? Killmonger was fucking stupid. 
He's a terrible villain. Loads of people think he's like the best in the MCU. It's upsetting. I love that picture in EFAT memes, that first one. Um. Okay, right, so... Just gotta make sure I do it. So you guys, do you wanna do you wanna talk a bit about your channels? But definitely before we we go away, um, I'll I'll let Theo go first to talk about <laughs> his channel. Go ahead. Why would you do this? Tell them about your channel. Tell them there is a channel. There's nothing on it. Stay away from it. I'm working on something. The at some point, hopefully. Like what? Uh, a, a critique of a video game. Well, uh, <gasps> is it is what it... video game? Devil May Cry Five. Whoa. Oh, oh, of a video game. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I don't have any like. What's the what's the emote for like mischievousness? I guess Kappa. No, I don't have that on here. God damn it! Wait, I have custom, the weird YouTube Kappa. There we go. YouTube Kappa not as good. Yes, that is Theo's channel. You you can subscribe, and one day you'll see something there, or you'll eventually upload something there, eventually come on EFAB, and then finally be like, yeah, you should subscribe now, because there's stuff there. That's how it'll That work. would be the hope. And secondly, Mr. Anomaly Link, are you still there? I don't know if you are. I am. I am barely awake, but I am hanging... Excellent. Tell the people with all the strength you can muster why they should subscribe to your channel and what you do there. Okay, so... <laughs> I got a lot of prequel vids, 14, that are done. And uh, admittedly, I was taking a break from prequel vids because the last EFAP kind of wore me out. Naturally. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, like, and then I did this, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is... Maybe I can take a break after this uh, <laughs> on the prequels. But yeah, there's 14 videos you can check out. There's three videos on the way. One is part... Eight to the Rise of Skywalker massacre series I got going. So it'll be eight. It'll be the eighth part, and we're only up to the part where they get off the desert planet. So it'll probably be like twenty-four parts by the time it's done. Anyway, there's that. Started a series on Iron Man two. Part two is in the works, almost finished. They'll be up. Sorry, did I say Iron Man two or Iron Man three? Uh, <laughs> I missed. Iron I don't 3. know if you. Well, it's all. It's all Iron Man three. Yeah, the the series is on Iron Man three. Part two is coming out, and I got a, a review of the twenty twenty version of EA Battlefront coming to my gaming channel because I got a secondary channel it's featured on my main channel, and uh, that is the third video that's coming. And uh, yeah, that's that's basically it, really. Um, yeah, yeah, but we lads, we did it. Oh my god. Um, it only took us 12 <laughs> days. 12 days? Oh my god. Yeah, but we, we, we managed it. I believe we've actually we hit really like did. a month on uh, the total EFAP time now. So if you would just watch all of it nonstop, you'd, it would take you through a month of time. So not bad. Fucking Christ. Um, thank you all for sticking with us and uh, and watching and, and viewing and interacting as per usual. Thanks so much for the for the many memes of which you will be seeing in a, a meme fab coming to you soon enough, and uh, thank you all very much for the very kind donations. And um, I think oh we got if you if you win that you should how does it know? Yes, and the last one says sleep well you massives with a smiley face. So 
yeah, thank you all for hanging out with us, and um, well, I guess we'll see you next time. Anyone else want to say anything before we pop off? No, I'm too tired. <laughs> As I believe I... is everyone. I think so, yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Thanks, chat, and uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. It's been fun, yeah. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for th- thanks for giving away eleven hours of your time. <laughs> we appreciate it, and so does Chad. Uh, yeah. Bye. Good night, bye, all. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. We did it. <laughs>